Don't be a bitch. <laughs> I don't curse right as I press the button. Hey now, it's your boy PSA Sitch here with another Tuesday Tuesday stream with everyone's favorite sailor, Adam Friended. I hope his cursing didn't get right into the beginning of the video. Hey, <laughs> you got to give me a three, two, one. What are you doing? You're no, sabotaging no. me. Okay, we have our a guest, a return guest. Uh, I'm really important. We call it Mr. Important because we can't say R-I-I. <laughs> you didn't even say it there. <laughs> I, whatever everyone calls him, so... Uh, you know, obviously we're, we're a bit different around here, so that's fine. Mr. Important it is. And we, he's a, he's a progressive. You can probably see from his background. He came on before we had a really, I think, uh, interesting dialogue and he's back for more. Now, um, I want to do something a little bit different here since he's a previous guest. I want to kind of have a conversation about politics, political leaning, uh, political ideology, that kind of stuff, stuff that you guys will all know from the show, from watching our show, but probably, you know, uh, uh, Mr. Important isn't really familiar with. So I got a couple of questions. And then after we kind of talk about that for a bit, we have a couple of videos to watch. We have a, a TYT video, Sank and Anna debate, how to talk to right wingers, which should be interesting because I think um, Mr. Important is much further left than us. Uh, mm -hmm. You call yourself a progressive, right, Mr. Mr. I do, but I'm kind of embarrassed to say progressive because it associates me with a bunch <laughs> of soy cucks. But okay. I, I support progressive ideas. Okay, well, I, I, I'll change your thing. I listed you as a progressive YouTuber, so maybe I'll change that to whatever you to want. Progressive cuck? <laughs> whatever. No, yeah, I, I'm trying me. to look. I, <laughs> I say liberal. I call myself a liberal. That's good. That's but that's probably a better be, term than <laughs> that might be confusing though. <laughs> like we call ourselves liberal too, but how, so I, this is not a question, but how are you defining liberal? So for me, liberal is somebody that's seeking uh, social and economic equality. And um, I think that progressive policy is the way to get there. So things like Medicare for all or um, forgiving student loan debt, uh, right to housing, things like that. Just, you know, for me, it's like, let's get these 600,000 homeless off the street. And I think we can uh, all make money. Well, I think liberal as an ideology, I think has to do with maximizing individual freedom. So mm. if you're using state power to, to, to do the kinds of programs that you want to do to create, uh, you know, minimize inequality... I don't think that would basically be covered under the liberal ideology. Of course it would. What are you talking well, about? Okay. They're, immediately the conservatives are going to come in and say, this is the difference between positive and negative well, rights. Well, and well, we're going to be... Just don't... Yeah, right. Don't, don't confuse liberal and liberalism with classical liberalism, which is like mm -hmm. a libertarian position. Because both the Democratic Party and the Republican Party are under the liberal framework. Okay. So, I mean, you can use, you can have government, you know, uh, welfare programs. You can have government social programs under liberalism. Sure, but the, there will be a debate over whether or not you're maximizing individual rights or taking away individual rights because you get into the topic of trans uh, taxation and stuff. So, well, well, 
let me let me just say this. I believe in reinforcing safety nets and mm -hmm. better um, rail guards. So, for example, mm -hmm. there's studies out there that show if you give kids like one or two years of good pre-K, the chances of them graduating high school and college and not being dependent on government services go up tremendously. And so we're taking people off government services, in my opinion, by helping them out. Uh, where they need it the most. Well, I agree with you and I am for mm -hmm. a social safety net and I am for progressive taxation. And at the same time, I know I think that drifts away from the ideology of individual rights, which I think is what the, the heart of liberalism is. I, I, I would call that more uh -huh. a progressive policy than a liberal policy. I, th I think you're, I think you're thinking about individual rights too narrowly because like so the democrat like the liberal in terms of you know liberals in america democrats oh, oh. It, the oh. argument for those policies under the framework of liberalism is that essentially by giving kids pre-k right under this example that which helps them graduate from high school you're helping them on an individual level make their individual lives better going forward in the future right? yes but if you have to raise my taxes from a 15 percent tax bracket to a 30% tax bracket, are you increasing my individual rights? No, you're decreasing my individual well, rights. No, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Only only if you kind of buy this framework of you know taxation equals theft idea. Because, Look, well, first of all- Taxation it's, it's at some be, level does equal theft. At some level, obviously. But first of all, you're not. no one's gonna raise your taxes double just to pay for preschool, right? So- but well, hypothetically, but I'm just saying. I, look, but, I, I only no, do it no, as wait, an example. Wait, 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 wait. wait. The, the point, just the point, is that I think we all acknowledge that we'd rather live in a society where the more people are educated, the more people that are productive citizens of society, the happier everyone's going to be. There's going to be less crime. Society's going to be better overall. And that's part of what your taxes pay for is to make a better overall society for yourself. Look, I, I don't like I didn't want to go down the taxation because it's well, such I don't a, know why. It's, it's, it's such weird. a I don't side know why quest. you're bringing it up. It's a weird. I'm bringing it up because look, I'm, look, you either acknowledge that maximizing individual rights sometimes comes at the expense of somebody else's individual rights or you don't. And it seems like you don't No. I heard a heavy sigh there. You're, you're, you're if you're going to have, if you're going to frame it through like a very extreme lens of like, it's a, like liberalism is maximizing individual rights, period. Like this absolutist like version of it. Then yeah, I don't think that's how it works. Really. I don't Look, think that's how uh, liberalism uh, has ever worked, but. Abortion well, is, a, is an argument over individual rights. It's the individual rights of the fetus versus the individual rights of the mother. Yeah. When you take a side on that, you're picking one person's individual rights over another person's individual rights. Am I incorrect? Well, well, at first, I don't know why I've talked about this now, but it would depend on whether the person views the fetus as you know a human, right? Well, the whole, all of politics is balancing individual rights of competing factions. That's all of politics. The, the whole idea behind liberalism is trying to maximize everyone's individual rights to a certain point without stepping on too many other people's toes. And a lot of progressives come out and they say, listen, I just saw a video with Sam Cedar talking about how he's in favor of a 90% tax bracket. How can you call that liberal? Well, it's not, obviously. Yeah, so that's what, all I'm saying. Like, it's about individual rights. See, 
I my problem is if you're trying to maximize people's individual rights, there's no way to like measure that. But in my opinion, if I help other people, then I can selfishly benefit from that. And and at the lowest level, it's they're not going to come rob me and come bother me. On, on, on another level, it's like our GDP is going to go up. Our country is going to pop off. Like we have 600,000 people in the street who have maximized their liberty by living their free life, camping out on the streets. Right. These people are free as hell. Well, the problem is they're wasting their talent. They're they're not participating in the community. They're a blight They're You know, they don't want to be there. Right. Like it's a waste of our resources as a country. And so that's why I think we have to come together and help those who have fallen on hard times or it could, it could happen to any of us. Just for that example. First of all, can, can we – I have no clue why we're talking about this. I, I honestly find this topic <laughs> incredibly boring. I wish we didn't wow. bring it up. I want to I divert from the side quest if we can. No, I have, two, I have two questions before we get into videos. So what well, do you want? No, to... before we get – I'm not, I'm not going to say that. Right before the stream started, uh, I'm Really Important said something that I thought was interesting and worth discussing. Okay. Which was – do which was when you asked us to, def, you know, do we define ourselves as centrist and what, what do we mean by that? And I said, well, it means that, you know, I'm tr we're trying to look at things through not the lens of tribal partisan politics. To which you said you appreciate that, but that people are, you know, a lot of people, you know, they can't spend all their time on politics. And so that the way in which they interact with the world is essentially to just kind of pick a team. And yes. you thought that that was a like an okay, acceptable way of, of kind of delving into politics? Yes, if we're going to be honest with ourselves. I mean, mm -hmm. we cannot focus and study everything in life. And so politics is no different. I mean, you're not going to research music. You're just going to listen to other people, what's good music and what what works with you. And you know what I mean? I don't see well, why politics is any different. I think that, well, I think music kind of the worst example. I don't know. <laughs> like people just <laughs> listen to music, right? They don't usually listen to someone tell them what music to listen to. Well, sure they do. They turn on the radio or they listen to a, a Spotify curated list. Nobody just pursues music randomly. And oh, okay. I understand. I thought, you meant like, yeah. I thought you meant like, you know, people are like listening to music podcasts to find out. <laughs> like, well, some, but to? some people do. Okay. I mean, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, well, that's also about taste. But anyway, going, going back to the political thing for a second, I think mm -hmm. I understand what you're saying that, yeah, obviously most people don't have the time or the energy or they don't really have the motivation to care to look into a lot of the political stuff. The problem I just have is that it seems like most people in America and probably the rest of the world, they're not like, they. I feel like people just kind of fed an opinion and they absorb it and then they regurgitate it without actually thinking it through. And that's why when you ask like a random person in the street, why it's like, oh, if you ask them about like one topic, you know, oh, how do you feel about, you know, abortion or, you know, how do you feel about gun control or whatever? Like just by getting the answer to one thing, you can almost like guess their entire answer for every other political question. And to me, that's because people view this kind of people are I think we evolved to have it, but people kind of fall into these tribal lenses of just accepting the team ideology. Sure. I wouldn't disagree with you. But don't you think that essentially kills thinking to a large extent? Well, I think ideally none of us would be involved in politics and we would trust that people we elect to represent us would work it out, deal with the problems, bring all angles to it, the discussion and compromise and come up with solutions that make most of us happy. Right. That's ideal. Well, that's not. Po I, yeah, that's just not how politics works, though. <laughs> I mean, well, but that is the ultimate goal. Right. And so that I is why think so. I think. Yeah, really. I don't think yeah. people want to be involved. L listen, here's the thing. 
I don't want to be this involved in politics and I'm willing to bet neither do you guys like there's other things I'd love to explore in life. And, and there's and most people have other interests, whether it's downhill skiing or gerbils or whatever the hell it is. Gerbils? Let them focus on that. I, gerbils. Yeah. Interesting. Let, let people okay. <laughs> let people enjoy and focus on what they're good at, what they're interested in. Some of us are interested in politics and, and that's fine. But I think the vast majority of people want nothing to do with politics and just want to do what they enjoy and what they're good at. And I think that's better for everybody. Well, it's definitely better for the people governing their lives. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, <laughs> me and Adam love talking about politics, um, so sure. I don't share that opinion. Yeah. Okay, but you guys would agree you're probably the exception. Uh, if the world was ideal, you're probably not the norm. You're the exception. Or would you disagree with that? Well, I, no, I, I think, think people love tribalism, and yeah. you know, sometimes they do tribalism in sports. Sometimes they do tribalism in politics. Well, I think it's part do, of being I, human. Yeah, and I, I, well, yes. And I do think that we, you know, people that are like very involved in the politics, I do think that we are the minority. But I think people that are involved in politics and watch political content do enjoy thinking and talking about it. That's why they do it. I don't think they're doing it out of some like necessity. Of course. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. So if, if we're kind of, you know, adhering to the tribal framework of the team, how do we, how do you keep yourself from kind of falling into the trap of either, number one, just becoming the opposite of what are the, whatever the other team wants, and number two, basically just falling for bad ideas that your team uh, wants? Well, I, I think we have to elevate um, the right people to these positions. And unfortunately, the deck is stacked against us with things like gerrymandering, uh, only having two parties. And so there are solutions to these things, right? Independent commissions that can draw state maps in, in states. They did that in Michigan and California, and things have gotten a lot better. We have ranked choice voting that can allow people to choose other options instead of just having to defer to what they think can win. So I, I just think if we level the playing field and we en enact some tools and we can break through this tribalism and we can actually get decent people elected who can ultimately take care of this stuff. I mean, our founding fathers intended that originally like with the Electoral College. They didn't trust us. They wanted people who are informed and able to make these dis proper decisions. Hmm. I, I completely disagree with everything you just said. Can, <laughs> can we go back to look? I, I believe I, I just this is this is a, a fundamental difference that most conservatives and progressives have. Um, most conservatives seem to think people will lie and cheat and steal given the opportunity. And progressives have this idea that people are generally good. And if you put them in charge of the cookie jar, cookies are not going to go missing. You just have to get the right people in charge of the cookie jar and everything will work out. I, who I'm not necessarily a conservative, but I agree with the conservatives on this, believe that we should put systems in place that don't allow people to steal from the cookie jar and we can put the, um, you know, the worst person in the world in charge and still we have some semblance of of order and things mm -hmm. are moving forward order right. and progress and the kinds of things that we want because i think the people that strive for power tend to be more towards that i would raid the cookie jar when no one was looking type personalities so i just i don't i don't think you can you definitely can't count on getting the right people involved i don't know that <laughs> I mean, you may get one once in a while, but I mean, that's just luck.
So that's my my take. But I have do you I'll let you respond and then I'll go to the questions. I have some really like fundamental questions here. Well, I mean, I just I find that sad. I mean, I don't want to give you a hard time, but I, I think it's kind of a sad <laughs> outlook of people. And it is. And, it's and, very and, sad. And I don't know who hurt you, Adam, but I, I want you to, <laughs> to have confidence that that there are real good people out there. And if we if we there can are. develop those systems as well, I agree. It Look, sounds like I you agree want to take the people are. out of it, too. I know. I agree that there are really good people out there. Those are the rank and file people that vote for elected officials. I do not think the elected officials are the good people. I think a lot of people who vote, you know, they do the team politics like you're saying, and they convince themselves that this person's a perfect angel and would not do anything wrong and rah, 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 I love this. This this person is my Jesus and I love them. And uh, I think those people are delusional and need to wake up. So, but it's very, it's, it's funny because a lot of times they will admit, they will say, okay, my representative is, is, you know, an angel, but obviously the other team keeps nominating these Satan worshipers, these devils, these people who are just evil, racist, greedy sons of bitches. Now, why do you think on the other side, do you think they are looking at that person going, oh, I want to nominate a greedy, evil uh, um, son of a bitch. Do you think they, they want to do that? Or do you think no, they're and, seeing the angel? Yeah, I and I actually think everybody thinks of themselves as an angel. Even like serial killers think they're doing the world service, you know? Like they're like, I'm doing mm-hmm. the right thing, taking out the evil. So I, I don't think anybody comes from a bad place. I do think their heart's mostly in the right place. There are some bad actors out there. But this is why I try to focus on people on the right who I think are uh, respectable. And maybe you or your audience may disagree, but I think individuals like Mitt Romney or John McCain, for example, are are people we can look up to. We may disagree with policy and the way they're approaching things, but they're respectable. And and um, I, I try to elevate those people on the other side so that we're not just vilifying the entire right, because I don't believe that. I think there are good people on that other side. I, I probably name a lot more, too. That's good. But um... well, the people the people who generally, you know, lionize their leaders, though, are the ones that are most likely to vilify the uh, the other team's leaders. Do you agree on that point? I do agree. I think yeah. it's a bit of a shortcut, and I think mm-hmm. it's it's unfortunate, but it's it's um, you know, they're responding to what people are responding to. But yeah, I mean, listen, the loudest voices, the most extreme voices, are always going to get a lot of attention, and so we have to accept that and somehow deal with that. Okay. Are you familiar with neo reactionaries? No, this is no. like a huge side quest. <laughs> no, it's not. Wait, it's not. Um, yeah, uh, it's a guy before. named uh, Mentris Molbug, Curtis Yarvin. He has like this whole. I'm not gonna get the whole thing, but essentially, he has this whole like political philosophy, and the end goal of it is that he wants this kind of like corporate monarchy system. And it's funny because we've had conversations with people that are advocating for monarchy, and they kind of are saying something similar to what you were saying about how, like, they want to have a system where. There is like an elite group that we all trust and they just kind of take care of politics and they're in charge. We just kind of like Mm -hmm. hand the reins over to them. It was interesting because what you were saying about like, you know, the ideal is that we're going to just have the system that we can ignore is kind of almost exactly what a lot of the the monarchists are saying. Interesting. Well, I mean, look, we're not that involved in the hiring of firemen or police officers. And I know you'll say, well, because there's a system and there's rules and there's Well, they don't have that much power. They don't make public policy. Well, I would argue cops have 
quite a bit of power. They have your hand, your life in their hands, you know, and they can detain you and they can um, do all sorts mm -hmm. of things. But I would just say we're not that involved in that, for example, but we trust the system to work and we, we accept that, okay, decent people are going to be hired as cops, right? I believe that. I think most cops are decent people. I think there's bad apples like any organization, but most cops heart is in the right place and they're just dealing with what they can. We're asking okay. for them to do a lot too, because we don't have like psychological beds or services for people that need help and all that. But all um, cops that, are power tripping evil racists. Well, okay. You, you yeah. admit that we Bastards. do have checks and balances. Like we literally make cops we wear body cams. We could make politicians wear body cams too. So every time yeah, they're in a make... private meeting, they could wear a body cam. There you go. Let's let let's make them wear their sponsors on their chest. So there are solutions, Adam, is what I'm saying. Like, you know, these sound funny, but I mean, maybe body cams should be worn by politicians. There are rules where they can't they have to have a public um, make it public on video if they have a meeting with two or more or something like that. So there well, are I, I love this because you're coming around to my position that they're all greedy cookies thieves <laughs> and that we need to put systems well, in check to keep them to put checks on their power. That's exactly what okay. we're talking about here. I. I don't disagree. I do think humans are selfish by nature and we will do bad things if we're enabled to do so. And so yes. we do need a stronger system in place in order to keep people in check. So so I don't disagree with you on okay, that. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. So you so, were hurt too, is what you're saying. <laughs> I, it's not that I'm hurt, it's that <laughs> you're I, realistic. I, I just, I'm realistic and I and I see that the, the rules are too loose, man. Like we don't know enough. There's not enough transparency. And and I think that um if there was, we would wouldn't have to care as much. I'm doing this from a selfish place. Like I don't want to care right, that right. much about politics. I, mm. I used to be an actor. I like I want to dick around with that and hang out with hot actresses, you know. What do I want to <laughs> sit here and talk politics? I enjoy Fair it, enough. don't get me wrong, but you know. So I I want to go super back to the basics here, and I just have a couple questions. The first one is, what what is your understanding about how people think about politics? Like, what what makes somebody a progressive or a conservative or a libertarian? Well, I mean, the you know, I'm going to say something kind of ridiculous, but I think it comes down to wokeness, right? A term that's being abused lately. I think it's the more you learn. The more you realize there are problems, the more you understand why certain things are problematic, you start to see systemic issues that you want resolved. So, for example, transparency with politicians. Maybe they should wear body cams. So there's a problem. They talk quietly amongst themselves. We don't know what the backroom deals are. So, like, we need to fix that. So I think, like, this idea of the more you learn, the, the more you get pushed towards progressivism. Now, as far as why are people like libertarians, for example, like why do they want government out of their lives? Those extremes. I think those people have had a bad interaction with government. A lot of times it feels like they had like a water bill out of control and they got mad and they called the government and it didn't work or they got screwed over real, in a real sense by the government somehow, some way. And so they're angry and they want government out of their lives. But um, I, I just think we are we are a social creature, humans. And this idea of individualism it goes against the grain of, of what we are. We, we are um, a social creature. We live in community and we need to take care of each other. And in, in this kind of society that we've set up, some people are falling through the cracks and that's going to take some sacrifice from all of us. That's, that's how I feel. Do you want to respond, uh, Sitch? I mean, well, I want to read, read a super chat. Just came it, in. It is, uh, so are conservatives just, or not? are conservatives just future progressives because you've framed everything as though you know uh you a, a normal human being be, starts as a a progressive 
Sometimes they get hurt by the system and they become a libertarian. Sometimes they mm-hmm. get woke and they become a progressive. This is kind of your thinking. I, I know uh, I've seen some studies where people actually get more conservative as they age. That study would be directly against what you're saying. It would say that the young sure. people tend to be progressives. And as they get beat up by life and discover that politicians just want to steal from the cookie jar as much as possible, <laughs> they tend to be cons- more conservative. Yeah. I, I'll keep it as concise as I can. I, I think all conservatives could be progressives if they just learned more about the system. I hate to say that, ooh. but okay, I know this so, is going to upset. It's going to revoke so a Sitch, strong that's reaction. What, Sitch, this is why I want you to respond. Like, the, uh, but, unless well, the super chat is relevant, uh, I, I kind of want to dig in a, on this. We can. We can. Let me just. Oh, you finish. Yeah. Yeah. Quick example. I say, being gay used to be. Uh, uh, conservatives used to be against that back in the 90s, back in the 80s. It was kind of a, like, I'm not cool with that. Now, most conservatives are pretty cool with gay people. So th- why? Because they saw more gay people. Gay people became part of their lives. They develop empathy. And so that's what I think happens. And it for me, I hate to say this, and I'm going to piss people off, but conservatism is based in ignorance. <laughs> okay. So it's okay, interesting. interesting. So, well, so, so yes, yeah, so, so, so we have like a fundamentally different worldview. Um, sure. I mean, based on, um, I don't know if we talked, did we talk about Jonathan Hyde at all the first time you were here? May, we may have mentioned it, but I, I feel like this should be the start of, I, I kind of want to continue to do this with other progressives to kind of, I just don't think they understand the worldview, to be honest with you. Well, so I thought we talked, but I don't know if we did. Um, you know, when Jonathan Hyde's a social psychologist, he's done a lot of research he is, is actually a very interesting guy. He noticed, was it, what campaign was it that he started? Was it during Hillary's campaign it or was, it was before that? It was, uh, oh God, who's the tall guy, the swift boat guy? Oh, John Kerry. That was John it. Kerry. Yeah. yeah. So it, it was during, he was a Democrat. He was very left wing. Um, and he noticed that he felt the Democrats could never get their political messaging good or right, while the Republicans seemed to be very good at doing it. Like the Republicans seem to be very good at hitting these emotional cores with people. And the Democrat stuff seemed kind of like too intellectual or too up in the stratosphere, you know, it wasn't really like emotionally connected to people. And so he started to do like all these surveys and, and trying to break into what exactly is causing people to have these moral intuitions. And what he found out was very interesting. He basically developed you know, uh, these five, maybe now six categories of moral intuitions. And he found out that people, if they identify as Democrat or Republican, have com- have very different moral intuitions. And then more so, it seems like people kind of naturally have very different moral intuitions that they kind of fall into. And so, you know, me and Adam believe that people are essentially born to a large extent having these left-wing, right-wing moral intuitions. And it kind of makes sense in my mind from an evolutionary perspective, because the way that I define the left and the right, and let me know how you feel about this, is that in my mind, the left, like if you say someone is on the left, generally what that means is it's a person who believes that all of our problems stem from systems we already have in place and from following you know past traditions. And in order to fix our problems, we need to look for new solutions somewhere out there in the world. We need to bring in more people to kind of fix these problems. And this is why people on the left are generally more xenophilic. They're generally more open and even, you know, welcoming of people of different cultures and maybe even more, you know, distasteful people of their own, of their, distrustful of people of their own culture. And people on the right are the exact opposite. 
They believe that if we have any problems in society, it's because some external force came in and degraded our previously working systems. And so in order to have a solution to problems, we have to look back to traditions. We have to go look back to the way that we were able to fix these problems in the past. And thus, that's why they're more xenophobic, more distrustful of outsiders, because they view that's where the problems come in. And so that's kind of how I define the left and right. And I think that basically humans evolved to have these tendencies on a group level, because I feel like you need both these mentalities in a society to progress. You need kind of like the left, which is sort of the cultural offense to yeah, there you to go. kind of adapt to new and changing environments and new and changing situations. But you need the right to be like, okay, wait a minute. We can't just constantly change things. We need to protect the things and keep the things going that work and bring us success. Yeah, they're the cultural defense. So it's like a, a team there uh, where the progressives are the offense and the conservatives are the defense. I'll let you respond and then I'll, I'll I have the six moral foundations and I'll give them to you. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, it's, it's interesting stuff. I, I don't disagree that some things need to be um, kept in place and we should really, maybe things have gone too far in some way um, with some systems and we have to course correct on that. But I think we should be constantly looking for progression as we try to improve society. I mean, mm -hmm. I give the example of slavery. I mean, you, you have a group of people here who have nothing and are enslaved and then you free them, you give them rights, okay? So they should be equal now, right? They've been given the rights, so they got mm -hmm. the right to vote, everything. But how do you go from owning nothing and the other group owning everything to some sort of equity? You can't. You have to force it. So this is why I think that, yes, there are systems out there um, and we, we need to constantly be fine tuning them as we adapt. Another example I would give is look at like Section 230, which was the Internet law created in the early uh, mid 90s. Well, the Internet has changed a lot, so we have to adapt. We have to keep moving. Would people out there argue and say, well, we should hold on to Section 230 and in its in, in its entirety and never change it one bit. Well, it's causing us a lot of problems right now. So we have to constantly be evolving. That's that's how I see it. I'd um, have to think more about what you mm -hmm. said, Sitch, as far right. as like you're born with that. I don't think I think we are blank slates when we're born and we're shaped by really? the people who raise us. Yeah, I think we're all just a blank hard drive ready to, to um, be programmed. OK, before yeah, you go on with that, Sitch, let me yeah. just address what he just said, because yeah. It was very interesting. So we have uh, Jonathan Haidt's moral foundations of a progressive, and the highest counted moral foundations are care harm, liberty oppression, and fairness cheating, all of which he hit in his in his thing there. You know, we have right. to we have to care for people, we have to care for society. Uh, we had this institution called slavery, and it was unfair. And how mm -hmm. can we uh, how can we um, it was both fair, unfair and oppressive. And how can we liberate these people that were once oppressed and make things society fair for them today? Like these are all progressive moral intuitions. So there's six moral foundations, care, harm, fairness, cheating, liberty, oppression, loyalty, betrayal, authority, subversion, and sanctity, degradation. Now, conservatives usually use all six moral foundations. Uh, progressives... They have a real hard time with loyalty, betrayal, authority, subversion, and sanctity degradation. So that's a big difference between progressives and conservatives. So, and the, the way that Jonathan Haidt came up with these moral foundations, he didn't just pluck them out of the air or, or use his own intuitions to try to come up with them. He looked to psychology 
for large bodies of study that had already been going on for like decades. Uh, the care harm principle is based on attachment psychology, which is Ainworth, uh, 1973. Fairness cheating is based on Robert Trivers research and reciprocal altruism. Uh, liberty oppression is based on the psycholo uh, psychological reactance, which has been studied since 1966. So all of these different moral foundations have huge bodies of study behind them, which is one of the reasons why I think this is uh, probably a theory that we'll be dealing with, you know, way into the future because it seems to have a lot of scientific basis behind it. Do you, do you want to respond, Sitch? Well, I was going to say, you know, regarding the blank slate thing, I mean, you know, they've done, um, there's been tons and tons and tons of studies where they, you know, they'll study twins, the identical twins and fraternal twins that have been split up at birth and put up for adoption. And generally these studies find that somewhere in the realm of 30 to 60% of their personality seems to be genetic or biological, uh, that, you know, they have 30 to 60% of trait heritability between the, t the twins that were raised in completely different environments. So I don't think the okay. blank slate idea is, is a, is a currently the current idea that's founded in science anymore. Well, but I was saying blank slate when it comes to your morals and the way you view the world, I understand personality traits. Maybe you saying, speak right. in a fast pace or you have a, you know, you're, you're a rambunctious kid or something like that. Well, I'd have to see the studies. Right, right, right. So, but I think, and maybe this is, I think, where our difference is, I think that people's personality traits ties heavily into their politics. Like, if 48% of your neuroticism level is is inherited, I think that that's going to definitely affect your, your how you view the world, right? If how neurotic you are. Hmm. So how do you how do you um, square like ex clansmen who are skinheads who wake up one day and be convinced they were wrong and now they go on some like uh, mission to to help heal the world and and like how do you square those guys? Well, I don't think I don't think that um, first of all I think people can change their minds about anything, but I don't think that like people are born hating black people, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you can you cannot be racist. I don't think that's like a necessarily a political ideology. I mean, it can be like if you're a white nationalist. But I like to me, like did the person who who changed, you know, who was a KKK person and changed, did they become like an ultra progressive or did they just become a conservative who's not racist anymore? And are those people outliers, obviously? And are those people outliers, which I mean, I would assume that they are because usually, you know, there's not that many Thomas Souls of the world, right? <laughs> True. But I, I think it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I'd have to look at all these studies and such. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I just I have hope for everybody, man. Like, I don't know. It sounds kind of depressing. Like, well, it only sounds depressing if you're viewing, you know, having being right wing is like a bad thing. Well, I under look, here's the thing. I don't think being right wing is bad. I know ignorant is a tough word and that's very negative connotation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I'm saying that because I'm a content creator and I'm here to, to cause problems. Right. I just, but I understand why people are conservative. Okay. I think it, a lot mm -hmm. of it stems from, I, I don't understand this thing. It's icky. I, it's like trans people, for example, I don't like a lot of conservatives against trans people. They don't have trans people in their lives and never dealt with them. Never talked to them. They see bad clips about them. I get it. I would probably feel negative about something I only saw negative clips about too and never interacted with. 
Um, and I would look for ways to fill in an explanation, like something went wrong here or whatever. And because, but so I, that's why I say ignorant, because I feel like there's just a lot of information missing and then they fill in the blanks. Well, the, the left is just as ignorant when it comes to sure. changing societies in radical ways. Like uh, sure. progressivism, uh, the prohibition era was foisted upon society by progressives who thought if we outlawed alcohol, it would make society better. They turned right. out to be the ignorant ones in that case. It actually True. made society worse, and we had to backtrack. So mm -hmm. when you're talking about the trans stuff, uh, mm -hmm. we're changing societies in ways that none of us can be informed about because we've never done it. So sure. the idea sure. that the conservatives are the ignorant ones here, just it seems like massive hubris. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't claim to not have massive hubris about this. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Listen, look at my name. I'm really important. Yeah. But <laughs> I think I think you have to take bold positions in life and, yeah. and you have to listen to other people. You have to try to understand. And I, I really do try to understand conservatives and Which, I do seek out conservatives to, to discuss and understand mm -hmm. their positions. And but I don't just go to like fight. I go watch a lot of conservative streams and content just for myself, just to understand why, where are they coming from? Well, you would never, uh, in, in the sports analogy, right, where progressives are the offense. They're trying to get the ball down the field, and conservatives right. are worried about keeping the, the gains that they've already made. You would never mm -hmm. conceptualize the, the, the defense as ignorant. <laughs> like you, would you would never do it. They're, you're a team. You're working together. This is, I think, part of the problem and why we have political, the political polarization that we do, because nobody respects the other's role in society. Conservatives are just as guilty of this when they go after progressives. I, I understand the feeling, but I've, I've just never had a conservative come to me and say, hey, I'm really important. I want to understand where you're coming from. And I, it's just it doesn't seem to exist in conservative circles. They have no interest in understanding where I'm coming from or progressives. There's just an mm -hmm. instant reaction that's so negative. And I'm sure you'll say, yeah, but progressives are like that towards them. And sure, there's a Some lot of are. pussy hat wearing, orange man bad. You're a racist. I'll never talk to you. But, I, you know, I think there are people like me that exist that want to understand and, and want to move society forward. And we recognize mm -hmm. we're going to have to deal with conservatives. We're going to have to convince people to see things the way we do. And, and to do that, we have to build respect. We have to learn why they think what they think. And honestly, I'm with you, Adam. I want to compromise. OK, I want to I want to find ways that we can meet in the middle and we can all move forward and we don't get everything we want but we get some of what we want and i agree defense is important too and it's important to have people say hey guys let's pump the brakes here a little bit okay like let's let's slow down let's see what the effects are of what we've already done we're a big country it, it, you know like this is a has a huge impact any slight slight changes we make mm -hmm. well i think there's two reasons for you know why you know conservatives aren't generally like going to progressives like i want to understand your idea i think the first is that you know going back to sort of you know, people's moral intuitions, if you, if you're high on trait and the big five personality, if you're high on trait openness, I think that he heavily correlates with being more left-wing anyway. Well, it's odd. So, they're the ones that are shutting out conservatives. They're basically saying you can't even platform conservatives. Yeah. Some of them are right. But I'm just saying like, so if, if being high on trait openness is going to generally put people on the left, you know, which makes sense according to how we characterize our left right or how I characterize my left right wing dichotomy, that would just make sense naturally why there'd be more conservatives not super interested in trying to understand the progressive uh, view of things. And then I think the second thing is, and I hate to kind of 
I hate to sort of reference CRT, but I think conservatives kind of agree with some notion of the CRT uh, idea that like, oh, they view that the mainstream media and the mainstream culture is is completely saturated and controlled by the left. So they feel like they already understand, you know, where the left is coming from or what the left believes because they're they feel like it's they're surrounded by it, essentially. Hmm. Now, you might disagree with well, that. I'm just saying I'm assuming that's what their their argument would be. Yeah, I mean, I, I would just say there is a lot of conservative stuff out there, too, like sports, for example. I think sports is pretty heavily dominated by conservative ideals like um, like what? You know, well, there's like no women in men's sports, for example. Um, I obviously understand that there's a there's been <laughs> some change that, in that. What what did, say that, that one more time. Say that one more time. Was that to do with conservative versus like a liberal perspective? There are no women a liberal, in men's sports. A, a liberal would be fighting for equality in sports, so they would want women in the NFL, for example. Yeah, but that's that. That's what you would. Women, women would can get, like, play literally in the murdered NFL. in the NFL. What do you mean? What well, do you mean? Because uh, the, around the trans stuff, people have been saying, and I, I don't know if this is true. I've never looked into it, but a lot of people are saying that women can play in the NFL. That there is no. Women can play in men's sports. There's just a prohibition against men playing in women's sports. No. Well, I, I'm just saying that it, it doesn't exist, okay? I'm not aware of a female football player. Maybe mm -hmm. they, she could, I guess. Maybe be a kicker or a long snapper or something. Who knows? But um, it doesn't exist. And so there's this like sort of boys club, shall we say, and, and, and uh, the boys are separated from the girls and I obviously I know there's some change in that in college sports and things are kind of being worked out there but in general I would say in professional sports it's men and women in their own separate camps and and I would argue that's kind of a conservative uh thinking I, to separate I, by, by I sex know, I completely disagree because I mean I think I think that's like been like a recent argument because of the whole you know the trans question is kind of wrote you know make it come to the surface before that before the trans stuff was a thing I mean it was really you know, people on the left, and it was really progressives pushing, you know, female sports leagues. And, and there wasn't really a talk of like that they should be co-ed professionally because it would be so incredibly unfair. Like if the NFL said, hey, we're going to, and I don't know if there's even a rule against women being an NFL team. I don't say think there, there is. Was. People in yeah, the chat are saying there is a, a female kicker, which... I don't know. Oh, maybe. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of like it's like Air Bud. Nothing in the rule says a dog can't play basketball. <laughs> you know, nothing in the rule book says a woman can't play uh, football. But I mean, the reason for that isn't, I don't know, it's not because of sexism. It's because men on average are going to be way stronger, way more athletic in certain avenues. And yeah, like on, on a football team, you know, you don't, you know, you need like these giant, you know, man muscle people out there to like, you know, tackle into each other. I don't know if you want like a, a woman in all of that mess. Okay. Okay, I understand that, okay? And maybe it's not the best example, but like <laughs> I just think that pro sports is kind of like a guy's game. So like cheerleaders, women in short yeah. little skirts gyrating right. out there on the field. Like and we all, you know, that's that's a very like old school kind of thing, you know? And I think most people sure. on the left would be like, "What the hell, man? Why are these women just yeah, they need to cover up?" Right. Well, so I'm just well, saying like just, in so... in society in general, I feel like yeah. there's a lot of like um old you know, conservatism kind of dominates in a lot of ways. So, I mean, do, do you think you it's know. interesting that like in the 1950s, you know, when we were obviously more socially conservative, there'd be cheerleaders, but they'd be dressed like by our standards. I like know nuns, that's what I was right? going to say. They'd be wearing long skirts. 
they would be wearing full shirts. And it was really the left, you know, free love, hippie, progressive movement that kind of allowed the open sexuality of women of to dress so scantily and yeah. for cheerleaders to be the way they are. That's called and, progress. And so it's interesting <laughs> to me that like it's the left that was pushing for that change. But then all of a sudden, and this is why I kind of view tribalism as dangerous. It's like, like everyone left is going along with this. Women should be able to dress scanty. Sex is fine. Sex is good. But then it's like, boom, all of a sudden the left gets hit by, you know, third wave sex negative feminism, which is like, oh, well, actually, if women are dressed scantily, that's just part of the patriarchy. They're just being sexually objectified by men. And it's like everyone just changes their opinion. Suddenly, like women dressing scantily is considered a right wing idea. You know, and the, it's the left that's like, oh, we want to kind of cover women up again. We need to be like the Taliban. And it just, I don't know, to me, it's like so, it's like political whiplash. Well, I would argue there's not a direct line between women being able to wear a skirt at work and cheerleaders uh, dancing for men's entertainment at a basketball game. Well, I don't, I, I don't know Depends how on I said, where what I works. said had anything to do with that. But Well, you said that women fought yeah. and the left fought for women to be able to dress more scantily to express yes. themselves i assume yes. and i'm saying that does not directly relate to nine women gyrating at a football game as cheerleaders i'm of course saying it does. That, wait well, of course it does what do you mean but no i say like i don't think women would have come up with that i think dudes are like i'd like to see some fine ladies in short skirts bending over in between plays i don't think women were like you know it'll be fun let's get in short skirts and dance in front of everybody well, like, i don't i see i, see I don't think saying. they came up with it right well first of all i don't think that's necessarily true <laughs> you, you talk to okay. talk to teenage and college age girls they definitely seem to be wanting to do things uh very sexual and very sexually provocative on their own accord um, but this is kind of what we were alluding to, I think, with the whole, you know, the left is advocating for change and the right is advocating for defense. And sometimes change can end up being the thing that the left doesn't even want. And this is exactly, this is a perfect example. You had, again, 1950s, very socially conservative. You would never have, right? It was like, like, I don't know if you remember this, well, you were not alive here, but if you know, like the history, when Elvis was like on stage and he would gyrate his hips, oh my God, it's mm -hmm. like a fucking scandal. You know, fully dressed male singer is gyrating his hips on on stage, and it's oh my god, the fuck, the outrage, the, you know, from the conservatives. And in a con socially conservative world, we wouldn't have the cheerleaders dressed scantily, uh, gyrating their hips or anything. And it was the left that pushed to allow that sexual display to be accepted culturally and socially. Well, I wasn't alive at the time, so I can't really speak to what transpired. But I would say this. What if what if there was a campaign now to cover up cheerleaders and they wanted it? I feel like people would freak out on the right saying, what are you trying to do? Like, well, who's they these... wanted it? Uh, the you women the who were the dancers. Yeah, the cheerleaders. Right. Well, you, so, I feel yeah, like but, people would blame right. the right and say, what the hell? Or the right would get upset and be like, come on, what's this about? You're just being no, you're, woke you're, or whatever. That, no, you're – well – you're right in that this is the where the tribalism comes in, which is hilarious because, yeah, now, even though originally it was the left pushing to sexualize, you know, allow people to be more sexual in public, it's completely reversed. If the, it would be the left pushing for cheerleaders to stop and the right being like, no, we need to protect their rights to for men to ogle women and for women to dance sexually, even though it completely goes against like a conservative moral intuition. And it's this, but that to me is a tribalism. It's just like, oh, what is my team doing? I have to kind of react to what the other team is doing. And it kind of shows 
how people can advocate for the same or completely opposite things based on the reasoning as opposed to the outcome the, the in question, ways that don't really make sense. The question, too, is how we're going to function as a society. Because I, I believe in a world where there are women who would prefer other women cover up and there are women who like to show it off. Right. And I think there's plenty of women who want to show it off and there's plenty of guys who want to look. And that can be satisfied in the cheerleading example very easily. The problem comes in when any party wants to step up and say, as a society, we should view this as wrong and everybody mm -hmm. should view it as wrong and we shouldn't allow it to be done. And the conservatives did have the power to do that. And I, I think like back in the eighties, they were about, you know, the left is going too far, allowing uh, sexual displays, free love and the hippies from the sixties and, and public, uh, you know, public indecency and, and, you know, more sexualizing of women in, in movies and media, the right was all about policing that stuff, but it has completely flipped now. And they, they use a different rationalization, but people on the left, the progressives are standing up and saying, listen, we don't like you objectifying women. That's their new rationale. So I, I, don't, I don't necessarily know. I mean, I, I, I guess, is it important as a society that we have one strict rule? I mean, it is obviously in some places, but I, I don't necessarily think, you know, cheerleaders, you know, covered from head to toe is is well, that it's interesting because the left has a tendency to view almost everything through the lens of fairness and oppression and right. so it's like when women are culturally told to cover up in the you know 50s and 60s and not be super sexual it's like oh you're oppressing women by not allowing them to be you know sexual but then when women are super overtly sexual it's like oh you're oppressing women by making them be overtly sexual. And yeah, to cater them. to the male gaze. Yeah, catering to the male gaze. So it's just like, it seems like there's a situation where there's no winning. Like everything you do can be construed. It's almost like, and this is kind of, I think we're, I was talking about with the left. I feel like there's some elements of the left who they just want to change whatever is existing. Change, change, mm. change. That's the idea. Just change. It doesn't, so you can get these weird situations where it's like, oh, they're changing for something. It changes. And they're like, oh, we need to change it back. Right. Well, should we move on to the next question? Uh, I had two questions, and then we can go into the video. Do, how long do you have today, Mister? Uh, yeah, I can, I can hang out a couple hours. It's, okay, I don't want to okay. over welcome. I overstay my welcome. No, no, no. I think yeah, you stayed longer last time. So I mean, I figured we'll probably st we have a bunch of super chats that we didn't read on Sunday, so we have to read those at the end of the stream too. Um, so the next question that I have, and this is the last question, and then we can move on to the video. So, and we touched on it a little bit. Can, can, so, so let me ask you first, this, uh, just to kind of state your understanding of our position on the moral foundation theory. Did, did, is that, did we explain that well enough? You mean like with the tenants that you listed off and all that? Well, stuff? you don't have to go into the tenants. Obviously I'm not asking you to remember those, but just the basic idea of how we perceive, you know, people's where people get their politics from. Yeah, I think I understand. Um, you're, you're, well, I don't know if you gave it to me in one sentence, then just so, like, what would you want me to walk away from? 
everything that was said? What would you want well, me to people, walk away thinking? People have these moral intuitions about things that put them on one side or the other of uh, any sort of political debate. And those moral intuitions kind of lead them to that, to become a conservative or uh, a progressive in the same way that, you know, maybe like same sex attraction is what leads someone to be gay. So it's kind of like, mm -hmm. I just, I, I feel this way. Therefore I am this way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just, I just disagree wholeheartedly, but I, I understand at least what you're, where you're coming from. Okay. But I just, I just like you, I just want to know that you understand the position, even if you yeah. disagree. So what, can you just tell us what, what you'd say the yeah, position you're, is? You're saying one's morals are like their sexuality, that it's something wired in, in them that pushes them one way or the other. Okay. Perfect. You agree. That's good, Sitch? Yeah, no, I, I like comparing it to to sexual orientation is interesting. Yeah, because um, I, I, I like I don't I, Sitch and I both are against conversion therapy. We don't think people can change their sexual orientation. We think it's something, you know, biologically innate. innate. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, <laughs> I just it's it's I think there is some. I don't think politics is as hardwired as sexual orientation because sexual orientation is like very simple. It's like what you're attracted to, but there is some component of what, you know, being attracted to certain moral positions that are based on these, these moral foundations. So, um, my, I, I understand this second question is, and I guess you, we kind of have to reframe this question because you don't necessarily agree with this, but we would say, um, you know, it's very difficult for, for people to change their moral intuitions. Not impossible, but we're kind of skeptical that it's done very easily. A lot of people have this idea that it's done very easily. So what would be your, what is, what, what would be a way that people could change basically from, uh, a progressive to a conservative or a conservative to a progressive. What does that process look like in your estimation? Uh, probably re-education camp and hard labor. Okay. Yeah. I think that might work actually. That would probably be the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it comes down to the pursuit of knowledge and mm -hmm. starting to Google some stuff and see, okay, why, why, why do black people have one tenth? the wealth of white people, you know, and just kind of figuring out why do we do things the way we do in society? Why, why do um, certain laws exist? And what, where did they come from? And why were they put in place in the first place? And how did we end up in this situation? And just kind of figuring out like why things are the way they are. So the pursuit of knowledge, I would say, is how you change somebody from conservative to progressive, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So you think conservatives are in the, your, in this present, particular example a conservative might be ignorant of the f historical oppression of blacks and therefore studying the historical oppression of blacks would make them more empathetic with blacks and therefore be more progressive about policies like reparations yeah i mean i i wouldn't even look at it at that big of an like that um much of like an idea i would look more at like just what happened right like 
we gave, we freed people and, but they don't have anything. Right. So what do they do? They have to work as like indentured servants basically. And for a pittance and then, okay. So then we gave them the right to vote. We gave them, uh, we got rid of discrim We, we got rid of ways to discriminate, but it, nothing changed. Right. If they still have one tenth the wealth of white people is, is, are they only worth one tenth? Like, are they only capable of producing what white one tenth of what white people can? Like, obviously mm -hmm. something's broken there, you know? When well, you, I, um, oh, when you talk to conservatives on the internet or in, in real life, mm -hmm. and you, you know, they kind of make their argument, and then you, you know, make your argument and you give your reasons and your facts for why you think your position is correct. How often do you see them changing their mind? Well, I, nobody's going to say in the moment they've changed their mind. When I debate right, or engage with conservatives, my hope is that. It, either the person I'm engaging with or someone in the audience mm -hmm. will go and Google something, just one thing, whether to back up their argument or to to prove me wrong. Mm -hmm. That's the most I can hope for, because for me, change is a gate that you open from within. So all I can do is plant little seeds and hope to begin a dialogue and build respect and friendship so that right. because I don't think you're going to change anybody unless you have respect and friendship first. You're, you're not going to browbeat someone into changing their mind. Yeah, no, so, I, I don't inflation. expect much. Right yeah, here. no, I agree completely. You know, Daryl Davis kind of strategy for this stuff. I'm just curious, um, like, have you had people be like, oh, you know, I looked into this and I changed my mind? I I don't know. Nothing really comes to mind, mm -hmm. but it's not what I pursue. I, my job, I don't pursue changing people's minds. I don't engage in a lot of debate. My right. goal is to be entertaining and to make government more accessible by making C-SPAN more fun and watching and talking about the drama. So I get people engaged on my side. I also like to give people a place to, to laugh and to hang out and, and develop community so that they want to engage more with politics. Right. So I, I'm not really engaged in convincing people. Right. Yeah, no, it was just, um, there's, there's a book called Thinking Fast, Thinking Slow and, you know, Jonathan Haidt's uh, The Righteous Mind. And they both talk about how, you know, this has been, you know, scientifically, you know, they do brain scans and they kind of, you know, uh, been testing people and they noticed that when they, you know, they put people in a little brain scan machine and they'll kind of like flash images up or they'll tell them stories. They notice that it's not the thinking part of the brain that cares about facts and logic is not the thing that, that responds first to any situation. It's always like the lizard brain. It's always like the emotional reaction part that, that reacts first. And it seems like from a lot of these studies that people generally the way that we work and the way that people think about things is that they have their immediate emotional reaction or their moral intuition to a situation and then they use the facts and logic part of their brain to justify after the fact that feeling and so i'm like i wish that facts and things of that nature would be you know persuasive to people but i'm skeptical how persuasive they are to that many people but he, agree. you you are going about it correct to persuade people, uh, yes. showing them respect and and being friendly and entertaining. You're basically speaking to the lizard brain when you do that. Yes. So, right. right. Yeah. Well, you you have to. I I actually avoid politics when I engage with conservatives at first. I, and this is why I hang out in conservative spaces so I can understand the lingo and I'll I'll clown on Joe Biden or something, you know, you know, and I'll make jokes and and try to to relate to them because. And if I can talk about a subject other than politics first and foremost, I'll do it. And this is for anything in life, right? I go into a place and, sure. you know, and people disagree with me. I'm going to find a way to connect. Hey, what's up? What do you think about the weather? It sucks. You know, that's, yeah. that's being human.
No, that's really good. That's very laudable. So then this... I should work on that. I'm too much of an asshole. This video, well, I mean, that doesn't work. You can't just shame people into submission. Dang. So this video is probably the perfect video for us to watch. This right. video came up on the Sunday show this week. And we, we had not seen it, but there's a clip going around that you might have seen that... I, you know, they have like a little husband wife tiff, uh, <laughs> Anna and, and Jankdu on, on, uh, on screen. So we haven't seen the beginning of this clip. We just jumped to the other clip. My, my take, and I'll, I'll see if your take is kind of similar. I think Anna Kasparian has an in, has, she's done a couple of videos with, uh, Ben Shapiro, right? She did a debate with Ben Shapiro and then she sat down on Ben Shapiro's Sunday show. And she's kind of succumbed to Ben Shapiro's charm offensive. Like all her life, she's been told conservatives are just, you know, greedy, racist, mean people. She sits down with Ben Shapiro and realizes, oh, this is just a normal guy who I can have a conversation with about politics. And that kind of censor, contrary to your belief, Mr. Important, a little bit closer to the conservative realm instead of uh, closer, uh, a little bit away from the progressive realm. So mm. I, I believe that Anna is, is more interested in having real conversations, real political dialogue with the other team. And I think, you know, the platform she works on is basically designed to just mischaracterize the other team in a way that she's sort of waking up to. So I, I kind of think that's a political dynamic going here. And obviously Jank is very, uh, is very invested in TYT. It's his baby and he makes a living at it. They've got a number of employees. It would be a big challenge to kind of turn this into, you know, the fair and balanced type, uh, channel. So what is, do you have a take on the situation at TYT? I'm, I'm assuming you've probably been on TYT. No, I actually hate TYT. I never watch it. I, <laughs> oh, I really? Okay. All the time, Interesting. Yeah. Nice. I think they suck. Um, they're both say pretty conservative things once in a while. Jink basically came out and endorsed Rick Caruso, who was like the ex Republican billionaire candidate in the LA mayor race. He said because uh, he had friends who said crime was out of control, and and he's he's just done some weird things like that. Um, Caruso but I lost, Ann, right? He did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Karen Bass won, and she was Jank the progressive because Jank endorsed him. Obviously, he's a kiss to death. <laughs> no, but I mean, I don't. I just, I, I think you're right when you say that. Like Jank is kind of beholden to his his TYT, and I think he's a little stuck in the past. Um, he's kind of stuck in 2016, and I think. Anna is adapting a little bit and Jank to some degree too to this this modern day where where people want bipartisanship. That's why they voted for Biden. They they want to see us calm down. They don't want to fight. We've been fighting for five, six years. They want to see us get along. And I think that her sitting down with Ben Shapiro is good. Uh, she has sat down with other conservatives before. Um, but uh, I don't I wouldn't agree that his charm offensive wore off like wore her down in any way. I think it's just when we sit across from each other, we we become friendly. Right. Like and it's probably the conversations they had off camera that really made her chill a little bit. But um, I think it's just about this. Like, look, I've been 
banging against the wall for years here at TYT and nothing's happening and I need some attention too. So maybe if I get along with the conservatives a little bit, it causes some attention to come my way. So that you want to weigh in? Uh, why do you not like TYT? TYT rages against Biden constantly and the Democrats. They also mm-hmm. uh, talk about fake news, basically, by saying you can't trust the corporate media. <laughs> it's a corporate media misleading you. It's the fat cats at the top. And I, I don't like mm-hmm. any sort of um, undermining of of trust in in government. I hate I, I don't wholeheartedly trust government, but this idea of eroding trust slowly. You can't believe the news and the fake media. You got to do your own research. I think it's no better than Trump and his fake news garbage. Should we watch the video, Adam? Sure. You want? You ready to go? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Important, you can ch- uh, pause whenever you want to chime in. So, okay. Discussing the possibility of. Is it playing for you? Yes. Uh, Donald yes. Trump getting indicted and arrested for the hush money payments that were given to Stormy Daniels in the lead up to the 2016 presidential election. Last time you were here, you said Trump was about to be indicted. You still still feel. That's the case. Oh yeah, the walls are closing in. Even we're even closer to it for sure. Okay. Um, yeah, in in multiple cases right now too. Sitch was saying he thought Trump dropped the the he was going to be indicted on Tuesday idea just to get himself back into the news cycle, and I I think he's right about that. <laughs> I think I I think it's kind of a brilliant play. So. Um, I thought it was a terrible idea because he's the one who leaked it. Nobody else said it. And then they, they just they didn't have to act on it. And he looked like a fool. And he also wasted his his, his gun his like gunpowder on telling his people to come out and had a pathetic response. And it just mm-hmm. was a disaster, in my opinion. Well, he yeah. didn't actually get indicted, though. So, I mean, the response, he can well, always blame that. I think it was a mixed bag. I mean, you know, there, there was a question. People didn't come out. Now, I think people would have come out if he actually did get indicted. Um, but preemptively, people didn't come out. But I do think it was 100% to get back in the news, which worked, and 100% to force the conversation of should he be indicted for the Stormy Daniel thing. I actually think it was a, a pretty good tactic, tactical move because you know a lot of people, if you look at the the various potential Trump indictments, a lot of people look at the Stormy Daniel one as like the most minor. I mean, it's you know oh about you know a misuse of campaign funds to pay off a porn star um you know versus you know the call in georgia and the january 6th stuff and the document stuff and by kind of painting this one first it's like if any of the other indictments come in they're all going to be painted with the broad brush of like oh it's all just you know political bs you know stronger because of this first thing you know in the focus on stormy daniel well, I just I don't think they can coordinate this stuff. I don't think I think it would look bad if the DOJ got together with these local prosecutors like, OK, who's going first? Well, I don't even know. But if it, well, I mean, I, I guess that's true, uh, like morally. But if, if they're thinking about this tactically, because I do feel like a lot of this stuff is done for political tactical reasons, that would have been the uh, the wiser decision or for uh, Bragg, the DA in New York. If he wasn't planning to indict Trump that week, he should have just said so. He should have just said, well, here, we don't have any plans of indicting him at this time. 
Here's where I'll disagree. I don't think it's politically because we would love nothing more than Trump to be the nominee. Trump at the top of the ticket would be a goldmine. I think Biden could win re-election against Trump if he was in a medically induced coma for a year and no brain activity at all. He already whooped his ass once. And look what happened in the midterms last year. Just Trump nominated candidates caught were a disaster for the GOP. They barely won the House. They lost a seat in the Senate when it should have been a red tidal wave. And that was without Trump on the ballot. Liberals will do somersaults uphill over broken glass to vote against the orange man. So we would love mm -hmm. nothing more. So politically, Trump is a goldmine. We don't want to see him go anywhere. Well, on one hand, I, I sort of agree with you. I said on Sunday, I think Trump has the best chance of winning the primary, but the worst chance of beating Biden if Biden is on, you know, runs again. Uh, yeah. I think DeSantis won't. It'd be, have, be, be a very uphill battle for DeSantis to beat Trump in the primary. But I do think DeSantis would end up having a better chance of defeating Biden in the actual election. So I kind of agree from that perspective. But I feel like, I feel like if you ask people on the left, if you ask Democrats, you say, listen, would you rather roll the dice and have another chance of a possible Trump presidency or knock him out forever and have a higher chance that, you know, a Democrat loses the next election? feel like most people on the left would vote to, you know, pull the lever for getting rid of Trump forever. Yeah, I mean, I, I think most people are kind of irritated by Trump and they don't really understand the politics and, and it is risky. Right. But people said the same thing last in uh, last year in the midterms when we promoted some extreme candidates on the right. We got a lot of grief for that. Well, it turns out every single one of them lost. So we made the right bet. So politics mm -hmm. is risk. You got to take some risk. OK, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't think I don't think the people's intuitions they would roll the i don't think the left wants to roll the dice on another trump presidency that'd be my well guess. look at biden anytime they ask what if trump's the candidate he smiles and he's like i'd love it so trust me he biden knows and the dems know well but that's just a good i mean he has to say that right that means a good thing to say right <laughs> it's not he's not gonna say oh i would be terrified you know well, I'll, yeah, I mean, I can't argue. I don't know. I'm not in his head, but I, uh -huh. I just think it, it, it all adds up to being a gold mine. But I do agree. Your average person probably is terrified of Trump and doesn't want him. Trump Biden part two is going to be just massive elect election turnout. It's going to be off the charts. Ooh, Babies are going to be voting in that election. Man, I don't know. I, I think Trump's lost his juice. I think the gas is gone. I mean, uh, we can talk about that further. But I, I just think Trump is a shell of himself. And he, he would actually um, damper turnout on the right if he was the candidate. I really think that's wishful thinking. Yeah. <laughs> well, look at his rally this week. It was it was uh, a disappointment. And that was his first big rally of 2024. Yeah, no, I, I agree that he's definitely uh, gone down, but I think, you know, you're going to see that energy is going to pick up as he get close to the election. Sure, yeah. I do agree. A lot of people voting for Trump are voting because they hate Biden. So uh, well, I think everyone voting for Biden is because they hate Trump. So. Yeah, I think yes. there's more on the other side, but I, I, do. I do think, yeah. I agree, yeah. I think like the the kind of the the F Joe Biden, you know, let's go Brandon, like that kind of died down a bit. I, I'm sure... You can point to examples of it not, but mm -hmm. it just seems like um, with all the GOP infighting, there's less attention in the news and in people's in minds about Biden doing bad things or the Dems. Or, mm -hmm. And so there's a huge distraction right now from the problems. And it, I think things only get better in the economy and in the world by the time we get to 2024's election. We'll see. Yeah, if, if, if things do get better, um, that will have a huge impact. And I, I think part of it is 
you know, there, there is like from the political sphere, there is a lot of focus on Biden, but I don't, I don't know how much of that kind of goes out to like the normie right wingers, you know, with Trump, it was kind of easy because he is a single person who is very energetic that, you know, the left could point to and say, he's the bad person. Like you could mm -hmm. fixate on him with Biden. He's too low energy. I think for that to necessarily work the same way. Well, yeah, he's not on Twitter calling people horse face and stuff. Sure. Right. Well, that's one. That's one. All right. <laughs> anyway. Let's go. Jake and I got into a debate about the Republican voters. And I want to be clear about a distinction here. We're talking about ordinary Republican voters, ordinary people versus actual powerful Republicans in office or powerful Republicans in the media. That's where he and I seem to have a little bit of a disagreement, right? So it's interesting she makes my distinction. I haven't seen this before. But in our earlier conversation, I talked about the difference between the rank and file and the politicians. So she's basically saying, yeah, uh, the politicians are scumbags, but <laughs> we shouldn't call the voters scumbags, right? That's kind of what I, I my takeaway. Yeah. yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Like, I love my my conservative brothers out there. I, I just think they're victims, <laughs> but I love them. They're, they're my fellow Americans, man. Like, I, you know, I love aren't them. you aren't you supposed to idolize if you're on the left? Aren't you supposed to idolize victimhood, though? Isn't that supposed to make them go up in status? <laughs> yeah, I guess I didn't get the memo. <laughs> because I think you should probably back off of ordinary people and focus most of the energy, if not all of your energy, on power structures and the elite. With that said, Jake made a statement that, yes, triggered me yesterday, and I'll explain why. First, let's watch it. <laughs> most Republicans agree with Mike Lindell when he says, if you arrest them, Trump is more likely to win. Yeah. You know why? Republican voters like criminals. And <laughs> no, that's not. I, I don't think that that's is silly. I, that's yeah, that's silly. That's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, I, I think, look, what happened when he got raided in Mar-a-Lago? The people rallied behind him and they said, yes. this is bullshit, man. Yes. Like, this is an abuse of power. And even people hated him, like Mitch McConnell and stuff, had to pipe up. Now, what I found was interesting when he said he was going to be arrested last weekend, um, when he said he was going to be arrested this Tuesday, People like Ron DeSantis didn't say anything for 48 hours. And then when wow. he did say something, he was critical. He was like, I don't know anything about a hush payment for a porn star. I don't mm -hmm. know about an affair. Like, so I think that it shows that the the support is kind of ebbed a bit. Um, I don't agree because I think DeSantis is the outlier because people were looking to him because they're like, oh, you know, as governor of Florida, is he going to like do something to protect, you know, is he is is the New York, you know, uh, feds going to show up and, and DeSantis is going to have like the, the Florida State Patrol and be like, you can't get through us to get through Trump. Like, is he going to protect him from being, you know, sent to New York or something? Um, I think that's why people were focusing on DeSantis. Now, DeSantis obviously being, you know, one of the primary candidates that seems like he's going to run against Trump, Trump calling DeSantis a pedophile, uh, Trump trying to get DeSantis removed from office a few days earlier by saying that he was violating the law. I mean, I could see why DeSantis is not going to support Trump. But if I recall correctly, most of the other Republicans in the House and Senate were saying that this is a witch trial, this is politicized, you know, blah, 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 blah. Most people, but uh, I don't believe Nikki Haley did and mm -hmm. uh, Mike Pence didn't either. And these are like I, the only yeah. two. Well, Nikki's running, running. but uh, and I can understand Pence maybe being a little... <laughs> So well, do just just commenting on Jenks statement here, does mm -hmm. do conservatives, the party of law and order do they like generally 
like criminals? Is that no? Yeah, it seems nah. a little delusional, Jank. This is why I don't. Yeah, this is just it's uh, to me. This is being nasty and and stupid, um, yeah. and just going for views. But um, no, I mean they like Donald Trump. Donald Trump happens to be a career criminal, so you know the inference is they like criminals. Well, the the uh, the I would say that this is appealing to their fairness cheating moral intuition and when people feel someone has been wronged morally treated mm -hmm. unfairly which i think they feel trump has been treated unfairly they're going to show sure. up and and set that correct so that's right. part sure. of what's going to drive them to the election they they're going to say listen if trump is treated unfairly i can vote for him and and write the moral scales in the universe i think this totally helps trump. no they like criminals no <laughs> <laughs> i no. I think you're 100% right, Adam, because the, the narrative they have is that this is a witch hunt, that this is extortion, totally. that he never slept with her, and he she made it up, and he did it for personal reasons, to for Melania, to keep her happy. Like, that's what conservatives are thinking. Are, They're not like, yeah, criminal. I didn't, I'm not aware, people are actually claiming he didn't sleep with her? I thought they were just saying, he says, yeah, he did, but who cares? He was no, being he, sarcastic, he, he Sitch. It. No, he denies he it to this sarcastic. day. Well, I know to he denies day. it, but I, I'm just, I thought most people, you know, I don't, I don't know if most people believe that denial. I thought everyone kind of believed, you know, wink, wink, he denied it. Oh, that I don't know. I, I think I, mm -hmm. from what I've seen, it's right. people take him at his word. Like, you know, why wouldn't it? fascinating to me. That's, right. that's a level space. of delusion. I'm not, <laughs> that's like an old other love. Yeah, well, this. It's like, come on, just be, just be fair, Jake. It's not because they love, because America. you're being ridiculous. No, you're See, not. right now she's thinking of her friend Ben Shapiro. You just said my friend likes criminals. He's Jake, the that's man mean. In America. Okay. Not being fair. You're being <laughs> purposely inflammatory and ridiculous. No. What they will, they'll see Trump as like some sort of victim, right? Yes. As someone who's being targeted politically. Poor guy. We got to stick up for him. Wow. So I want to explain so, my reaction Anna. to it real quick. She got it. Wait, why is the audio so bad? She's pulling from her own clip and the audio is like. Oh, oh you're right. Yeah. Look, they don't have a union over there at TYT. So they just, <laughs> they get people off of Craigslist. They don't necessarily oh, know how to, okay. how to hire right. Mm. Nobody over there is getting paid. Quick, because I've just been less and less interested in hyperbole and generalizations, right? Like for me, there's two things happening. Anna's growing up. They grow up so fast, Sitch. <laughs> Number one, I, I have an issue strategically with doing that because I, I know full well what the media ecosystem looks like. I know how people get radicalized and propagandized based on the filter bubbles they exist in. And when you think about how the system is set up in this country, both politically and media wise, it is easy for people to fall down this rabbit hole of right-wing radicalization because if you're just watching Fox News, if you're just watching OAN, all you're hearing day in and day out is the worst twisted perspective on the left, on the Biden administration, on social spending, on all the issues that we care about, right? In fact, one of the things that I've noticed is the right-wing loves to tell right-wing voters Oh, the left, they're just full of elitists. They think you're trash. They think you're they're better than you. And then they'll come across content where we'll say disparaging things about them. We'll put them down. Pull up the Anna, oh, I'm better than you clip real quick for us. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm better than you.
I bet well, she regrets I, that. I bet she does. I, I was about to say, if you tune into TYT, you'll hear the worst about the Biden administration in America as well. So I, I don't see any difference between TYT and Fox News, honestly. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I don't. Slow I think they claim. suck, dude. Swinging I like for the videos. kneecaps. Yes. I, I think they, they do. They talk about how that the mainstream media is misleading you. They're in corporations' pockets, and the Biden administration is full of monsters and imperialism. I mean, there there's no love for Democrats in, in uh, TYT. They even go after the progressives like Ro Khanna or uh, AOC. They're not good enough. So they live in a fantasy world where nobody's good enough, and they've woke scolded themselves into a corner, and they've won go the gold medal in the woke Olympics. Yeah, interesting. No. I because I don't I don't watch TOT regularly. Um, I thought because because what you're describing sounds kind of like the Jimmy Dore version of reality. You know? They're pretty close. So, pretty close. Yeah, they are. They're close. I mean, he used to be on TYT, so it'd be interesting. I know they hate each other's guts now, but I'm assuming it's for personal reasons. It's for personal reasons. Yeah, it's not because Jimmy Dore thinks that um, the feds were involved in January 6th. I mean, though they make fun of him for that, but still, like, they're not that far away from saying something like that, too. Well, were they always like this, or is this? Because I feel like the trend now for for online politics for the left is to be very anti-establishment well yeah that's like the bernie thing right, right. bernie bernie's but um i don't know i mean i wasn't really paying that close attention uh, before 2016 and i know they were they were kind of riding the bernie wave so i don't know interesting i changed your tag to i to political youtuber i just went <laughs> neutral i forgot i was going to change it we talked about it so. what was you it before? it to I had it as progressive YouTuber, but you were saying you weren't a progressive. Uh, so no, I I don't. I look. I say liberal because I want to take the term back. I don't want people to think um, liberals are like these uh, borderline right wingers, the way the progressives like TYT portray them. I see myself as a liberal. I kid you mm -hmm. not. I know we disagree on on whether or not I fit in that category. But well, still. that's why but I changed sure. it. That's why I changed it to political YouTuber. Because in the same way Perfect. that you're like, you guys aren't centrist. I'm like, you're not a liberal, dude. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Fair enough. But fair enough. I, I, you know, if you, I'll, you continue to come on the show. You, I mean, you've been a, a great guest this time and the time before. I'll let you earn that liberal YouTuber <laughs> label. <laughs> I appreciate it. I, I we'll do our best to, to earn that Boy, centrist uh, label. Terrible. <laughs> what? I, I, Sitch, I enjoy talking to you guys. It it's our fun. show. We can do what we want. And we enjoy talking. Political to you YouTubers neutral. So down. Oh. And I think that that is playing right into right-wing media's trap. And I have an issue with that as well. Okay, so obviously I have a lot to say, uh, but let me start with this. First of all, um, the reason why I say the right-wing uh, loves criminals in the context of always defending Donald Trump's crimes, let alone the crimes of many, many other Republicans, right? <laughs> is because they generally have a concept of the rule of law is for you, but I don't want any rules or laws binding me. I'm interested in power. I'm not interested in justice. I think there is a See, this is where's you know, the mirror. Probably, this is this is actually the perfect clip for what we we're talking about in the beginning. Because to me, what he just laid out, that's not a right wing concept. That's, that's just the everybody. concept of tribalism. Yep. That there's a there's a set of moral rules that apply to the other tribe. You know, but my tribe gets, you know, every benefit of the doubt. I think that's one of the biggest dangers of tribalism. Yeah. I, I do agree. I think I always ask people, if you could push a button and make Bernie Sanders king 
and get all the policy you want, would you do it? Everyone says no, but I, I guarantee they're like, yeah, I'd do that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Secretly. Fuck those righties. Look, right. I'm, not, I'm not an authoritarian. I wouldn't do it. Right. Yeah, sure, right. I wouldn't do it. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, so you want to compromise and you want to work with conservatives and come to the middle? Like, give me a break. No, they don't. Yeah. Yeah, true. Difference between the right and the left. I think the left has a more expansive view of who equality and justice should apply to, which is everybody, and the right thinks, no, I want equality and justice for me and people inside my wagons. I don't really want it for you. So I think there is a difference, and I think that it's important that there are warriors on our side. Because in my lifetime, all I've ever had is pathetic weakling Democrats who never fight back against endless assault by the right wing. The right wing Assaults, 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 assaults. And then our guys come in and go, oh, I'm sorry, but we love Republicans. So I don't want that. I don't want that at all. We've got to fight for you. At this okay, okay. I'm going to take advantage of being able to pause here. Mm -hmm. I, I, I find this just reprehensible because Jake sucks. He ran for office and got his ass clipped. Mm -hmm. Just just got completely demolished. He got like 7% or something. So yeah. completely clueless on what people want what's going to win and then he goes and bashes democrats who are like 90 percent of their with him on policy right and he pretends to be this sort of like pure pure leftist that democrats suck and i just think it it, it spins your audience into a tizzy and it makes them mad and i never want to leave people mad right i always want to try to point people in the right direction here's mm -hmm. what we can do here's what's positive here's what's working and that's what grinds my gears about tyt they just crap on the Democrats all day long and then offer mm -hmm. no solution at all. I think Shank's um, view of reality is inherently flawed because it's almost like he thinks that life works like West Wing or something where he can just <laughs> go up and like make some like he's like, like he thought he was going to win, you know, the seat where he's running for representative. Right. Yeah. This is the House rep. Yep. Yeah. And he, he was going to win the seat and he was going to like give some impassioned speech you know, on the House floor and suddenly like everyone's going to just change their fucking mind and change their votes. Yep. Like, it's, like it's all about like coalition building and like a lot of this like backroom fucking deals and all this like, you know, yep. like this grinding of the salami and the meat, you know, behind the scenes here. And it's just it's so it's like, I don't know, this idea He's like, oh, they just need to fight, just need to fight. Like, I don't know what he thinks that means. Does he think that, you know, the left just wants a strong man like Trump to come in and attack the right like viciously? Which they kind of well, do to an extent. I mean, I, you know, all the attacking of you know labeling the right as racist, I would I would call that that's like the left wing version of you know kind of what he wants to say. So, well, I like to say we need to make noise because Fox News, for example, is making noise every day, whether it's about gas stoves or Biden mm -hmm. falling downstairs or the world's falling apart, whatever it is, they're making noise. And we on the left, we kind of just sheepishly sit back and like we can't talk like that. That's crazy. So I do think we need to make noise and rattle the cage a lot and and just push back on plenty of the right wing talking points, just like they do to us. And we're slowly catching on to that. Well, see, I, I think I think it's easy for people who or once you're in the camp just to be more attuned to to be more sensitive to the enemy's attacks, because the other day I was like going through MSNBC shows to look for for something. And I couldn't find it, but all all they were doing was just complaining about Trump twenty four seven. I mean, this was around the time where he said he was gonna get indicted, which is Trump, 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 Trump. And it was all like Trump is fucking evil. He's gonna bring the end of democracy. He's a horrible fascist. You know, like all, every show on MSNBC is talking about this. So to me, that's I mean, that's a pretty strong attacks against the right.
Yeah, but it but it's not uh, engaging in in the culture war. It's it's just kind of orange man bad, you know. Like it, my example would be the gas stoves. We need to find ways that can can resonate with people. Like you, you can't really imagine democracy being taken away from you, the average person. Like it doesn't really mean mm -hmm. anything. But my gas stove, what the? Well, I agree. Like with the idea stuff, yes. But I think that's why so much of it's fixated on you know Donald Trump is the avatar of all the badness in the world. Like they're personalizing it. Yeah, true. I just don't like that it's all focused on Trump because if Trump croaks tomorrow from a stroke, then like, boy, what do we got? You know, and there's and it's a lot right. more than just Trump to me. It's it's this idea of MAGA and this mm -hmm. this sort of uh, movement that's out there. What is MAGA movement to you? To me, MAGA is uh, it's it's a reaction to uh, society moving forward, to, to things moving too quickly for some people. It's a reaction to the decline of, of uh, white people being the majority in America, the decline of um, um, evangelicalism and and, you know, the Internet. And I blame a lot of that on the Internet because the Internet has sped up our our culture and our advances a lot. And it's it's put us in touch with people we would never interact with. So. You know, if there is a drag queen book hour in San Francisco, that's nothing to do with somebody in Rome, Idaho or whatever. Right. But they see it on the Internet and they get mad and they think, I don't want that in my neighborhood. Well, it's not in your neighborhood, dude. They're reading books and drag to kids in San Francisco. That's what they want to do. Who cares? So I think the Internet has kind of bashed us all together like that. And MAGA is just sort of um, uh, resentment. A lot of people feel that they're left behind um, and they're being told it's it's regulation that's to blame, that it's um globalism and it's the deep state it's bureaucrats i mean it's one thing after another and, and and sadly i think there are real solutions to a lot of these problems but people are being distracted and to me that's what the maga movement is just a bunch of distractions i don't see any of the mainstream conservative outlets though framing things in terms of racial issues i uh -huh. only see that on like very far right uh channels that are just very small and and marginalized well, i would argue like the whole conversation about crt is because white people are losing their majority in america hmm. like it all traces back to this decline we dropped below 60 percent for the first time in the country in the 2020 census and i think some people are are it's, freaking it's, out it's funny because the reason why i'm generally against crt is because it creates negative stereotypes of white people in a way that is seems as dangerous as the negative stereotypes created about black people back in like the 1940s and 50s so i just like i'm less worried about the demographic changes if there's not already negative stereotypes of about whites, you know, all whites are racist, all whites are greedy, they can never vote against their their economic interest. Well, those those are the stereotypes that, that CRT promotes. The the well, I don't CRT. I don't know what CRT. What you've read that I haven't seen that. Before. CRT defines all. They it's all about whiteness and how whiteness like. Uh, all of the implicit bias is like uh, uh, all white people have unconscious racism. It's basically all white people are racist. That's what CRT I, means. I, 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 I won't uh, 
take this down a long road. But for me, CRT is basically that racism is not an aberration, that it is the norm. It's the norm. Yeah, exactly. We, live in, a, we live in a racist society. Yeah. yeah. And and I mean, but that's going to be the so result. So you're not disagreeing, have, though. <laughs> no, I don't. But I, I don't think individuals are racist. That's the difference. I don't think people are acting out of racism. I don't think they hate black people. I think they're just in a system that happens to be racist to, to whatever degree. And and that's going to happen, right? When you have a, a group of people enslaved and you just free them, just because you give them rights doesn't mean things change. Mm -hmm. People lie so, on a spectrum of intelligence. I think if you tell that to a high-minded academic, sure, they might be able to say, oh, yes, we're talking about societal issues. We're not talking about individual white people. But as soon as you bring it down below the average, which is like 50% of the population, what they're going to hear is all white people are racist. That's what they're going <laughs> to that's what they're going to synthesize it to. So you have to be careful of that. Like the 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 right does the exact same thing with the crime statistics. They say, "Look, I'm a high-minded intellectual here and I'm t when I talk about crime statistics, I'm obviously not talking about all black people are criminals, right? This is just the, these are the facts of the crime statistics. But when, mm -hmm. when you start lowering it down the IQ scale, it turns into all black people are criminals, right? That's what they, that's what they do with it. Well, that sounds like an education problem, and and we need to, to <laughs> do think, help. Do you think you can educate someone from an eighty IQ to a hundred IQ? Well, I don't believe. I believe everybody has the ability to be uh, intelligent, and oh, okay. uh, they just okay. had the right tools. Yeah. Okay. So that's an interesting perspective. Well, as someone who <laughs> as someone who's read way too much CRT papers, um, your ideas. Go, are fundamentally opposed and almost diametrically opposite of, of the CRT foundational idea, which is that uh, racism is not only inherent, but is impossible to fix. And that's why the CRT idea is kind of like really of a form of uh, racial separation of, you know, blacks should be able to live in, you know, a black only society away from white people, because that's really the only way to, to solve, you know, racial problems in our that we're kind of living through right now. Well, my understanding is there are some groups of thought along those lines, and there mm -hmm. are some people who think that, um, but um, there's also people who think capitalism is incapable of uh, going post-race racism. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of lines of thought, and, and I don't think we ever get rid of racism. I don't think ever, ever, whether it's white on black or black on white, yeah, but whatever don't it you is. Think, well, so my problem with CRT is that I mean, CRT basically says, hey, because American society was created by white people, you know, so many years ago, mm -hmm. you know, they must have built into the society a whole bunch of racist stuff. So everything about society, everything about culture has deep within it some inextricable racism that you cannot actually get rid of. And so... I mean, the whole notion of, of CRT is that liberal ideas will not solve race problems whatsoever. And that's why, you know, when you read CRT, they, I mean, they explicitly are very anti-liberal. They're not just anti-conservative, they're very anti-liberal. They constantly criticize the civil rights movement um, mm -hmm. and everything that notion. And essentially, they're just like, we need to, you know, bring in some form of kind of, you know, race socialism to kind of fix our problems. And it just, it just seems to be so incompatible with, you know, your view of the world from what you've been saying so far. Well, I, I, I do think that capitalism makes it hard to be post 
racism, but I also believe it'd be impossible to move past capitalism with mm -hmm. without causing harm to many, many um, marginalized people. I think they would suffer the most. And so I try to weigh those two things in my mind. So, you know what I mean? Like Why if we had a revolution, I think it hard. What's that? Why do you think capitalism makes it hard to be less racist or post-racist? Uh, just because we went from just using black people, for example, as mm -hmm. uh, possessing nothing to white people owning everything, that's always going to be hard to make that equal, no matter what. Yeah, but that's not... So you're talking about, like, obviously capitalism can make it harder to, for people to have equal you know, standards of living if they're starting from a lower place. I don't disagree with that. But... but regarding like making it harder for people to be less racist or for society to be less racist i i don't think individuals are racist i mean obviously people are racist but mm -hmm. i don't think your average person living life white guy going to work is is racist i think they just kind of living in the what they were what is available to them and, and they don't think they're racist and i don't think they're racist either either i i, I find mm -hmm. that troubling that people if anyone feels that they're being told they're racist just because they're existing in America. I find that cringe. Well, that is a CRT idea. I mean, the CRT idea is that America is is racist and cannot cannot not be racist unless we tear down yes. the you know the liberal order. I I don't disagree, but I think people take CRT, in my opinion, too mm -hmm. like literally as if we're tr they're trying to implement every aspect of it in any sort of theory there's going to be some little tangents here or there and and you know we have to be realistic but you know to me it's 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 you know an idea it's a thought and it's something that you 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 know go different directions on mm -hmm. but how you implement it i you know we take little small bits of it here or there and all that we we talked to i don't know if you're familiar with a guy named wicked supreme um yeah he's a friend of mine okay yeah he kind of said something very similar to what you just said we had a very similar conversation uh but i i mean i disagree because you know, what I'm talking about with CRT, it's not like an aspect of it. Like that is this, the central core tenant of CRT is this idea of tearing down the liberal order. So I don't know if that can, I don't know if you can kind of like remove that element from CRT and kind of keep the things you want to keep. Well, but here's the thing. CRT is taught in like a legal setting. And, and I just, I can't stand that people say, well, no, it's being taught in high school and elementary school. And it's like, no, mm -hmm. there's like aspects that you could draw from it that are being right. taught to, to uh, you know, to kids. Well, that's but just that's, a shorthand, right? They mean aspects of CRT are being taught. Yeah, like whiteness and stuff. And it's being taught in sociology, not in legal. Mm -hmm. Right. But I, I believe like adults can handle a conversation about that stuff and not feel bad about themselves. And, and like nobody's hurt by it. You know, like I don't no, think there's harm in there talking is about harm. it. There is d direct harm. I told Such you. As. Look, if if I say, w would you say that there's harm caused when, if you have uh, intellectuals sitting around a sociology department talking about black crime? I don't think there's harm in that. No. Okay. Well, I, I think it depends on how it's taught. Like if, you know, if people were talking about CRT and the ideas of CRT in college, and they were talking about them just kind of like in a neutral, like describing of this is what the belief is. I mean, I, I think that's fine, but it seems to me that a lot of uh, courses, a lot of cases, a lot of courses that talk about, you know, CRT or any really, any critical theory, it's not talked about neutrally by neutral professors. These are professors that are advocating for these ideas and these principles. So it'd be like, you know, if, if you take a college class and someone's talking about the philosophy of Nazism, they're just describing it. You're like, that's fine. But if they're advocating for it, you're like, whoa, wait a minute. 
I guess I'd, I'd have to see the specifics, but I mean, I, I would just find it laughable if somebody was talking about post-capitalism. I mean, I always do. Like, I have no interest in that, and I think it's kind of fantasy world nonsense, and it's not realistic. Mm -hmm. So same thing would be like fully implementing CRT based right. on how you described it. Like, you're talking full reparations. Like, you know, that to me, that stuff is not realistic. Do you? Yeah, so, oh, I mean, I, I agree it's not, and I agree that post-capitalism is preposterous, but, you know, right, we live in this bizarre world where, you know, Who's one of the, if not the most popular streamer, political streamer, is Hassan, who is a, you know, an outward socialist. Yeah, and he lives in a three million dollar mansion and drives a Porsche. But like a good socialist. <laughs> so you know, like I can't hear his words because his actions right. are screaming so loud. You know, and and I don't really have a problem with Hassan. He's an entertainer first and foremost, and he happens to have some edgy views from ten years ago that he continues to say. That being said. I have a problem with the people who say little Timmy's being hurt in third grade because the teacher talked about slavery or something. And it's like, give me a break, man. Like this, mm -hmm. this is, this is, it's so sad to hear like that, that we can't have an honest discussion about our nation's history and that teachers don't know how to navigate that. Cause like teachers love their kids no matter who they are and they, and they would never want to hurt them. But are there examples out there? Of course, there's some shitty teachers out there. So I guess I'm more focused on that. Um, I don't know mm -hmm. if that, that makes sense. Hey, yeah, I no, I, I understand. But I, I think it's the same thing with like, I think in most of these cases, it's not a, it's not a teacher talking about slavery in the way that, you know, you know, when I went to school, we obviously learned about slavery. We watch Roots, you know, it's not like we're trying to pass any of this stuff over. And I think in most of the situations when, when people are complaining about stuff, it's not that I haven't really seen that many people point to, you know, teachers talking about slavery or any of these, you know, bad shit that America's done in its history and been like, this made my kid feel bad. You know, it's usually something for, that I've seen. It's something far more explicitly, you know, framing the concept of whiteness as inherently evil. Those are the examples that I'm familiar with. Well, I would love to see a professor who has that in their syllabus because mm -hmm. I've, I've just never seen an example of it. It may be out there, but I've never seen it. There was, um, I don't remember what state it was. There was a lawsuit. There was a, there's a children's book that's like a CRT kids book that a teacher read in class. And uh, at the end of the book, there's a contract. It's this ridiculous picture. It's like, it's like a contract of whiteness and it says whiteness contract. And it's like, it's like a contract with devil horns and it's got like a handshake. And it's like, you know, you must renounce making a contract. With whiteness. <laughs> and so this led to some lawsuit in what it was like Philadelphia or wherever this was. So. So there's some bad teachers out yeah. there, like any organization, you know, there's bad Taco Bell employees. So I, I just, I hate that people <laughs> paint with a broad brushstroke, you know, sure, I, sure. I just think, yeah. yeah, I think teachers are trying to do good for the most part. And, and I just, you know, this is 2021 conversation with CRT. It's like, that's mm -hmm. the battle and it's kind of coming up again now, but you know, people are like CRT out of our schools. It's like, okay, calm down, calm down, you know? <laughs> Well, I, I, I mean, I expressed why they want CRT out of the schools in the same way that, you know, blacks are wise to the fact when, you know, media and academia is creating negative stereotypes about them. Like, I, I do think we've worked very hard to to get rid of these negative stereotypes of various marginalized communities. So, but the idea behind CRT is that white people are just unconsciously racist and you can't get away from it. And I just, I, I want to ask you about like Jim Crow when, when Jim Crow existed and we did have actual systemic racism, right? Uh, there were policies that segregated blacks and whites. 
Do you think those policies existed because whites were unconsciously racist? Or do you think that they were just overtly racist? Like, what was the number of overtly oh. racist people in the world? Or in the South, Boy, where these policies it, existed? It's, it's tough, but I think that people were just living in the reality, and they did not see themselves as bad people for what they were doing. Well, I but, think, you know, but we would call them overt racist. So I'm just well, I'm asking course. as just like a technical and, issue. Uh, I would course. I would say the reason Jim Crow disappears is because the number of technically overt racists in the world has disappeared. No, the the you know the the reason why is because like the United States was fi fighting for against the spread of like communism, for example, and we had to show that we we it didn't look good that we were mistreating minorities here in America. So that's what forced like civil rights movement and progression for minorities here so it's just it's it's not that less people became racist it just became valuable for the elite whites and that's part of what the crt teaching is as well that that's the only reason the civil rights movement came is because for selfish reasons for white people and honestly i think that 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 appealing to people's selfishness is a way to advance society in fact might be the only way to advance society at all and that's why i try to show people how if you help more people, it'll help you. For example, if you get those homeless guys out from the alley behind your house, not gonna break into your car, right? So well, I, let's just, I, uh, let's keep it on race. Cause I'm, I'm curious, you've, this is very interesting. You've gone in a completely different direction than I ever would have imagined. So you're, you're saying in the South right now, there are just as many racists as there were during Jim Crow. Well, race no i i don't think racism is like i think it it's there's very few racists well, you, in my opinion okay so the people during jim crow weren't actually racist i i i i don't know how to phrase this in the best way so forgive me but i think they were just living their life they weren't actively hating black people they were like black people suck they were just like this is the way things are well no i mm. but i've seen movies and stuff like there's obviously during the civil rights movement there were angry people when they were of forcing segregation it, it seemed to me from the photographs that they hated black people well, okay, these are the movies, right? I mean, Look, we're going to see think... like the most dramatic examples. Right, right. Of, I'm sure there were plenty of people that loved black people that felt they should be treated equally, but they didn't have a voice. They didn't have a way to to, to express them. I'm willing to bet per the majority okay, of okay, white so... people around that time wait, wait, liked so black people. If, if, if the majority of people in the South you know, didn't have racist leanings or anything, why were all these racist policies implemented? Power. Like, Want to hold who? on to what we got. But do you Power think that for, the majority the of people, people who had it already, the white people, they, are you they talking about like the elites or talking about the people, like the politicians well, in the South? But the elites were like the white people. I understand there were a lot of white people who weren't elite, but right, the right. elites happened to be white people and they were holding on to the power they had. That's what I think. I don't think people got less racist. I think people just decided it's in our favor if we give people more rights and we get rid of these Jim Crow laws and um well, also I, I think uh, they were forced to get rid of the jim crow laws right. by f the federal government so right and, and they that didn't came... i mean j actually they were forced to give up slavery by the federal government and jim crow was a response to that and then the jim crow laws were given up you know were forced to be given they were f jim crow laws were forced out of existence by the federal government as well during the civil rights movement we're all in agreement on that right 
Yes, but I mean, it, it goes back to like Ulysses Grant's election where we had uh, multiple electoral slates of electors and, and we couldn't decide and we got right up to the point where we needed to pick a president and they came up with this idea to like withdraw the federal troops. And I, I'm no historian, but like this is what allowed the South to kind of go back to governing itself in a sense. So, so like there's a lot of stuff wrapped up in this for sure, but it all comes down in my opinion to Con uh, uh, the people in power being convinced that it would benefit them if they gave more to other people. And that's why I think we have to do that. That's the I, route we have to go. I see a world where it's very easy for people to default to racism as their tribalism. Obviously, everybody is tribalistic. I would rather them be tribalistic about sports teams than race. <laughs> so... <laughs> We fight very hard in society to eliminate negative stereotypes of the various races to try to fight this racist tribalism. And, you know, I see society as a battle of turning what could be a racist tribalist into a not racist tribalist. And, you know, the, the number of racist tribalists out there can affect our politics. It seems like you see something completely different. Like, I see well, the fact that the South... It like doesn't isn't enacting those kinds of policies. They're literally in the South electing black representatives and black police commissioners. So obviously I see that as a product of less white racism than we had in the past. Well, to play devil's advocate, people would say, well, these are black individuals that are agreeing to uphold the current system or to somehow bring more benefit to those that are already in power. I don't think people are altruistic. They okay? have a name I don't for those people... types of blacks. Do you know what it is? Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not. Gonna <laughs> well, I, I'm just saying, like, you're saying it without saying it. How is that not just as bad? Well, because you're making the argument that there's black people in these positions, so racism has been solved. Nothing well, else no, to see I'm here, making, Bob. I'm making the argument that the black people in those positions aren't that racist word that you won't say. Well, wait, 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 wait. I think, I think there's some confusion. So from my understanding, uh, Mr. Important wasn't saying that like, oh, when he says that he doesn't think people have gotten less racist, he's not saying like, oh, people in the South were super racist and they're still super racist. He's saying he doesn't think they were ever very racist yeah racist. but to yeah. me yeah, that's not so, a popular opinion for no me. it's not, not. it's very opinion. it's very it's strange. interesting that's opinion. Why I'm like, I'm not but sure i don't i don't want to i don't want to leave him hanging because i don't want to call him i like it we're getting i it wasn't my intention to call to say that you're making a derogatory um sure, sure, sure. assumption about black people i don't want to leave that hanging no. out there but the implication when you say this and i'm sure this isn't deliberate the implication is that any black in a position of power is an Uncle Tom. Tom. You can yeah. say Uncle Tom. And that's, you can't say the C word. And yeah. And that, I think, to a police commissioner in, in uh, Tennessee is going to be offensive. It's going to seem offensive. Sure, and and I would I wouldn't make that argument. Uh, some people would on the left, but no, I, I know they would. Argument. Yeah, no, they openly. We've, I, I <laughs> we've seen it. But on here's the show. my thing. My point overall is that I don't think people change out of the goodness of their heart. I don't yeah. think people get more rights and get more power out of the goodness of their heart. I want to share. You know what? I'm feeling good today. I'll give the black people some stuff. You know, I think it comes down for selfish reasons, and that is. That is what I focus on. So for me, it's not that people just woke up one day and they felt, you know what? I interacted with more black people and they're not as bad as I thought. And I'm not going to be as racist. And that that starts, you know, spreading. 
I, I think that it, it comes down to power and, and how do we, you know, we see some change. We want some things in the world. Like I said, the reason why the civil rights movement, in, in my opinion, happened was because the U.S. was trying to stop the flow of communism around the world. And we looked like shit that we were treating our own minorities poorly here. How are we going to win them over to see things the way we do in, in Asia and such if, if we're treating minorities like crap here? This is um, so zero sum thinking, though, because you're you're basically saying that if we elect a black police commissioner, that black police commissioner is going to, you know, give, uh, you know, some position of power to the blacks in his community that you as a white might not get. I thought we were trying to get past that. I thought we were electing a, a police commissioner because he was going to do a good job for everyone in the community. Well. I recognize that that police commissioner probably most most likely got elected to uh, keep power in certain people's hands, but the representation matters, and I think it leads to more people being boosted up in life. So I agree that I don't think I, I think people do things out of self-interest generally overall. So I agree with that. Um, but I also think, and, and you said this before. I do think that just being around people that are, you know, the focus of your racism and, and realizing that they're, you know, a normal person obviously goes a long way to, to de-racist people uh, to a large extent. Um, but I don't believe the Derrick Bell theory of, you know, the only reason America went along with civil rights was, you know, to fight communism. There, there isn't, from my research on that, there's very little evidence to that claim there's like one judge somewhere who mentioned it as like a potential reason to be against, to be in favor of civil rights. And he was kind of arguing it the same reason he's using the same logic that you're using, kind of saying like, well, you know, if we're trying to, to argue something to people that are self-interested, you know, the self-interested, maybe racist people or the self-interested, you know, politicians in the South who are trying to use racism for their own political power, maybe we should leverage this argument to them to try to get them on board with civil rights stuff. So I don't think that was like, like, I don't think, the, you know, the president and the legislature and the judges, you know, all across America, I don't think they were all kind of like operating under this idea of like, we need to fight communism. And that's why we're going to, you know, give black people rights. Well, then, I mean, I would, I, I can understand that. And I would just say, well, why do you think suddenly, um, we started giving rights to these people. Like we could have just mm -hmm. mowed them down with violence like they do in Iran or something. Like why, think, why um, did we give them it? I think basically what happened, I mean, I don't know exactly what happened, but I think, I think generally what happened was, you know, you, you started to have, and I don't know exactly what started, but you started to have a lot of black people protesting for their rights, which I don't think was really happening before, you know, the late fifties, early sixties. And sure, but we could have smashed it. Well, the South did smash it, though. It was really people not in those southern states that would see this stuff on the news. And maybe that's, you know, maybe that's the answer. You know, it's the it's the beginning of TV news. It's the beginning of national news. You know, suddenly you can have people all across the country see footage of, you know, black people saying, hey, I just want to be treated like everyone else. And they're getting hit by a fire hose. They're getting billy clubbed by, a, you know, a white police officer. And that's being broadcast everywhere for the first time. Yeah. And so sure. maybe that was like a huge impact on getting people, you know, motivated to change this stuff. Yeah, I, I, I don't think, um, I think it, I don't think there was one single thing. Sure. I, I think you're right. I, I don't, I wouldn't take the argument. It was just that, you know, what I said earlier. I, I do think it was a variety of things for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Want to move on with the video, Adam? Of course. Okay. Inter <laughs> obviously interesting dialogue. Fun, this is why. This, yeah. Fun tangent. I, I'm sorry if I took you guys down that road, but I, I always think it's an interesting discussion. No, no, no. I, this show is, is nothing but hour-long tangents. In yeah, totally. Action, so. We did like an hour and 40-minute tangent on OnlyFans on the Sunday show, <laughs> and I think it actually got more comments than the video did. Yes. yes. But listen, I, I just want to put a bow on it and say that I don't think people do anything out of the goodness of their heart. I, I yeah. think we are selfish animals at heart. And the only way you get anything done in this world is if you appeal to people's selfishness. And I, I that may be a sad view of the world, but that's why I think how things change. But this I mean, is I, I going, agree, going but... back to the systems things that we were talking about, though. This is mm -hmm. why you have to develop systems where right. people's selfish interests are aligned like the sure. whites and the blacks both want a a non-corrupt police commissioner. Yeah, sure. Those sure. If, to 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 I I agree with you. Um, I think the problem that a lot of people on the left is who even share that view that you have is that they try to they they try to say, oh, I'm going to try to frame my arguments so they're in the self-interest of a right winger, but they're but they're fixated on the wrong thing. They're trying to like. To, to focus on like what they believe the economic or the logical factual self-interest of someone on the right is and they're not really focusing yeah. on like what the emotional moral self-interest of what someone on the right is yeah no you're 100 percent right I, I i even say like when people are like there but that guy's a racist it's like dude like you're, it's almost condescending to like try to tell convince someone that someone else is a racist or something it's it's mm -hmm. it's just misses the mark right you have to get to know people and understand what makes them tick and what will appeal to them Mm -hmm. And I, I agree. I think a lot of people on the left assume what they think right wingers need to hear in order to change their mind, where it's it's like, that's what you would want to hear, not them. What are you doing? Right, right. You're turning them off. Anyway. At the same time, of course, Anna's not wrong in saying we had to come together somehow. And the cultural wars, which she talks about all the time, cultural wars are a distraction. No, and it's intentionally meant to divide us. And it is. And it that is. has happened. So how do you notice how she said he notice Jank said what she says all the time? That's very mm. important, Sitch. I want you to pay attention to what that all the time. Some mansplaining? No, he Jank just said what Anna says all the time. Is mm -hmm. that the culture wars are distraction and not an effective strategy? Mm. For what? Yeah. For for uh, making political change. I completely disagree. Hold on, we'll They're back very it effective. up. What do you mean? Fix well, that. Hold on, you can disagree with her, oh, what okay. she's saying, but she, look, the important part for me is because I said my thesis is. That they're having a, a marital difference. You're saying that Chank is saying what she, he's agreeing with Anna, even though he seems to disagree. No, with her. no, I'm saying that Anna is talking his ear off about how the strategy at TYT is ineffective and oh. hurting their politics. You think she's convinced? She is literally no. He, she's not convinced at all. She is advocating for a radical change to TYT that Jank right. is like. Uh, not interested in because he's making money being a conflict entrepreneur being a political bomb thrower hmm. and look the the reason i brought it up was because jank is saying anna bitches at him about this all the time 
Imagine okay. if there was something I was bitching at you, Sitch, all the time. Look, Sitch, right. we need to do this with the show. Sitch, Sitch, we need to do this with the show. Sitch, Sitch, Sitch. The show needs to do... Like, obviously, that's going to be a huge pain in his ass. Sure, sure. Riddle, and that's the conversation, which is that you have to fight back against the other side. But if you do it so much, well, then you're never going to get to actually fight the real bad guys, who are the guys up top, who are getting us to fight while they're robbing the place blind. Okay, so where I draw a line or the distinction is the culture wars are waged by the powerful, right? It's a form of manipulation. It's a way to keep us divided, to control us, and to aid and abet, you know, their corporate donors in essentially redistributing wealth, continuing to redistribute wealth from the bottom to the top. The thing is, you talk about warriors, like I want warriors, I'm sick of these mealy mouth Democrats. I hear you on that. But we should be warriors against the power structure. We should be warriors against the propagandists in right wing media, right? Those who actually have the power. I think that we make the mistake of assuming that all every single right wing voter who defends Trump knows that Trump engaged in criminality, but they don't care. Now, are there some Republican voters who think like that? I'm sure, of course. Do I think every single Republican voter falls in that camp? No, I don't. Just based on the misinformation that they are fed intentionally by right wing media every single day. Right? Yeah. And they hear nothing else. They hear no other perspective other than whatever exists in that right wing ecosystem. This is rich coming from the people who gaslight their entire audience about everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I agree. I agree with her. I, and, and this is why I, I don't get mad at rank and file Republicans, because if I watch what they watched, I'd have a different view of things, too. And and uh, but I agree. These guys are crazy and, and they're feeding their audience just as much junk and, and as negative as as can be. But. They, they, I don't think they represent a majority of, of the news that people watch. I, I understand you guys might disagree with like MSNBC and all that, but I, I think most of the news is is pretty even keeled. Um, I, I completely disagree. With you. I don't think Young Turks mm-hmm. is what m- most people, uh, you know, ingest. I think, I think MSNBC, CNN, and Fox News is what most people ingest for news. True. Yeah. And I think. All three of them are incredibly biased and very bad at reporting almost every story. So, yeah. Well, for me, the facts are all there, whether it's Fox News or CNN. They just choose what to focus on in order right. to give the narrative that their audience wants to hear. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it I obviously I'm biased. I think MSNBC and CNN aren't as bad, and I know you guys disagree with me, and I'm sure your audience does too. But mm-hmm. I uh, I watch all of them, and I just feel like Fox just literally lies sometimes. And I'm sure you can give me examples of CNN lying, but I just see some blatant lies sometimes that infuriate me over on Fox. And I feel they're doing a disservice to us as Americans by misleading some people. Well, you can make um, an argument that Trump lost the election because CNN said he praised neo-Nazis on their on their chan on their channel on their cable channel like every 15 minutes for like three years that was a lie that's a blatant lie well i i would have to see you know the way it was worded and, and the graphics used and such like that i mm-hmm. i well no they trust a pundit would say trump praised neo-nazis he said they were mm. fine people right right yeah a pundit would sides. say that, yeah. Well, yeah. no, they would say Trump praised neo Nazis, and Trump actually said, "I'm not talking about the the neo Nazis. I denounce them completely." 
which is not praising neo-Nazis. That's the opposite of that. Yeah. So well, that's, I, a, that's yeah. a fundamental lie. CNN also, or not CNN, MSNBC, Joy Reid lied about Kyle Rittenhouse time and time and time and time again. Well, I, I think the fine people hoax is like, obviously, that's like the number one example of you know, left wing media lying about something. They would play, you know, the, the fine people line and they wouldn't play the line afterwards where he says he wasn't talking about the all writers. Right. Um, so that I would say that's a lie. But I would say on average, I, I think part of the problem is like. I think Tucker Carlson lies about literally everything. I've never seen a clip from him where he doesn't lie. Even if I agree with him, I'm like, holy shit, he's just literally lying about something. So I think he kind of throws the average off of lies. So I think if you remove him from Fox News, I think the majority of people on Fox News, you know, if we remove Tucker Carlson, I don't think they lie directly. And I think it's the same thing of MSNBC and CNN. I think what they do is that they'll report on facts in just such a way to like, they'll use like lies of omission. They'll report on the facts in just such a way to lead people to the political conclusions they want to lead them to. So I don't know yeah. if it's really, you know, is it a distinction without a difference maybe, but. I I, I agree, yeah. I just think uh, Fox News is the big dog and Tucker Carlson's got the biggest show. So he, yeah. he he's a bigger planet than Joy Reid or Don Lemon. Um, but yeah, I, I hear you, Adam, on those, those examples for sure. That's yeah. unfortunate. You know, but I don't think Trump lost because of that. And I don't I don't really think you're saying that. I think you're just saying like you could say well, that they contributed, set I would imagine. Oh, well, giantly he, contributed. Everyone I heard was like, Trump's a neo-Nazi. Why would you vote for a neo-Nazi? Like if I thought Trump well, was a neo-Nazi, I wouldn't vote for him either. Well, I didn't vote for him, but not because he wasn't a neo-Nazi. No, you well, voted just, for the Nazi. <laughs> yeah. Well, just based on the exit polling, it seemed like most people voted for Biden because of the pandemics, the Trump's response to the pandemic. Like if the pandemic didn't happen, I think Trump would have won. That's why I say I don't mm -hmm. think it it altered the election results. I think the pandemic altered the election results way but, more. But easily, might... easily Fox News could go showing all of these um, Biden sniffing children's hair videos and say, you know, <laughs> Biden is a pedophile, right? Do you think that would have an effect if if they did the exact same thing that CNN did about Trump praise neo-Nazis? And I, literally, I could not uh -huh. watch a segment on CNN without some pundit uttering the words Trump praised neo-Nazis. Like if they had every single pundit that came on Fox News say Biden is a pedophile, do you think uh -huh. that would affect the election? Not to a, de a degree that it would have an impact on the really? outcome. No. Okay. No. I think that would. Because no. <laughs> I, I, to me, Fox it's a, News it's would a lose all credibility. But well, but the thing is, the people watching Fox News don't care. Like, for They're example, Fox for News. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, like Fox News is caught up in this defamation lawsuit, and text messages came out that they were they knew that their guests were lying, and and they thought they were crazy, and they're even talking crap on Trump, but their viewers never heard about it or cared. You know? I do. I do think though. And these elections are decided by, you know, moderates and independents in the middle. I sure. do think many moderates believed that Trump praised neo-Nazis and probably didn't vote well, for him because of that. I think Damn. the moderates in the, in the, you know, the, the independents, I think they're far more swayed by uh, mainstream left news than they are by uh, right wing mainstream news. 
Yes, hmm. I would agree with that. Because I think, you know, there's still an idea, I think, for a lot of Americans that like, you know, Washington Post, New York Times, these are like neutral, CNN, these are like neutral journalistic output, like out uh, outlets. Uh, outlets. And, yeah. and Fox News has like just, you know, for so many years has been seen as like just, you know, right wing trash by a lot of people. Yeah. Faux news. Yeah. So... Anyway, we're doing great. We're five minutes into a yeah. video. I'll try to shut up. So is propaganda an enormous part of the answer? Yo, of course. There's no question about it. Are there uh, good guys on the Republican side who have been misled by a number of factors? One is right-wing media. Oh, my God, do you know what they're doing to the M&Ms? You should be really angry. Oh, trans athletes in schools, there's 12 of them. You should be really angry, right? So that is an enormous enormous factor. In fact, that's the number one factor. And there are plenty of people that I know who, uh, unfortunately, humans are super open to influence, okay? I like, I've told you a couple of times, my uncle voted for Trump, even though Trump was talking about banning Muslim immigrants from the country when he's a Muslim immigrant, right? So propaganda is a hell of a drug. And my uncle's not a bad guy. Another friendly friend I have, a lovely, great, great, great guy, unbelievable guy. Does your uncle and love crime? Uh, so hold on, hold on. Okay. No, but now Fox News has convinced them that it's okay oh if Donald God. Trump commits crimes. But it's no, okay if Republican but, leaders but commit crimes. But hold on, crimes. hold on one second, Cenk. Fox News never acknowledges that Trump has committed crimes. In fact, Fox News is now dealing with a $1.6 billion defamation know, lawsuit. They know. So uh, there's a poll out today. 65% of Americans say Donald Trump definitely committed a crime. 41% of Republicans say Donald Trump definitely committed a crime. Okay. They just go, I don't care. I don't care that he committed okay. a crime. So look, that 41% wrong. But you got to be specific and say 41% of Wait, did he say what the crime was that they said that he committed? No. They're like jaywalking. Cuz it cuz like I that's why I said like, yeah, I would I'd believe that 41% of Republicans think yeah, he violated campaign contributions. But I mean, I don't know. Do, do people care? Is that going to mean that they're not going to vote for him? I mean, I don't. Yeah. I don't think most people care about violating campaign contributions. You know, I don't. I don't think most Democrats didn't care about, you know, Hillary destroying her phone when the FBI asked her to hand it over. So I, I think a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of leeway for what they'll accept from their from their candidates. Republican voters, according. One. Oh, you didn't know that. I didn't heard anything about her destroying the phone. No, the, I'll have to look um, into that. Do you remember the whole like butt her emails, you know, stuff? That yeah, I got my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is her merch. <laughs> um, yeah. So when when all that email stuff was going on, the they, they asked her to hand over her devices uh, to the mm -hmm. to be investigated, and she actually had her assistant uh, both digitally destroy it and then physically destroy one of her her devices that was she was using for email contact. I remember the bleach bit thing program or whatever. Yeah, they did both. <laughs> but I don't remember the context. I'll have to look into it. Right. right. Into this poll, Trump's criminality, and they don't care. And but we get real. Another forty percent. No, he did it, but they won't acknowledge it. Okay. Okay, but you're, and, and but you're just that stating that as fact. Look and, and jump like giving your side the benefit of the doubt and jumping to they love crime is a just chasm <laughs> to cross, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's he's just looking for views and being edgy in that regard, trying to hold on to that edginess. Looking, looking the other way, you know, when your your son-in-law does something he probably shouldn't have done, and like I love crime, it, it's 
Those <laughs> positions are completely different. Well, I like. Gosh, he, oh. I mean, that was a great question. Is your, you know, is your cousin or your? Oh, I know. Anna had the hugest smile on her face when she did that. <laughs> She's like, "That's right, Jake." <sighs> Fuck no. you. Okay, so let me let me do exactly what you're doing, but to the left, uh -oh. to the left. Okay? Oh no! And tell me whether or not you guys would take well to this argument. I personally would not take well because I identify as someone who's on the left, and I don't agree with this. Right? Okay. Okay. So let's go to. Uh, San Francisco, that's in the headlines quite a bit these days. I gotta give you the context of the story so you understand where I'm coming from. So over the weekend, there was this big story about a CNN reporter who got robbed twice, okay? So the two CNN employees went to San Francisco specifically to report on property crimes and an uptick in crime in San Francisco overall. So Kyung La, uh, tweeted that she and uh, the senior producer for CNN's Los Angeles Bureau were inside City Hall for an interview, okay, uh, when thieves allegedly broke into their car, uh, breaking the window, and then they removed items within seconds. So she writes, got robbed again. Uh, Jason and I were at City Hall in San Francisco to do an interview for CNN. We had security to watch our rental car plus crew car. See, like they had security with them and they had already had this incident happen to them. They didn't want to repeat, which is why they got the security, right? Now, uh, thieves did this in under four seconds. Security stopped the jerks from stealing other bags, but seriously, this is ridiculous. And look, the property crimes in San Francisco are ridiculous. It's brazen, it happens in the middle of the day. Um, in fact, it's so often that it happens so often that you're about to see what airlines have done in response to it. But she continues in this thread by saying, San Francisco is a beautiful city. This is our third day here and I've loved my time here. But if you do visit the city, know that even with hired security watching your car, it is not enough. Now, they stole her bags, which included her passport and identification. So she was worried about being able to fly back home, but get a load of this. Because so many people get their cars broken into and their bags stolen, she wrote. Southwest Air was very used to my lack of ID problem and smoothly gave me my ticket after a brief security check off to TSA now. Now you might say, oh all right, God. Anna, like what does this have to do with the left? Are you just making- I know what you mean, Anna. It means Democrats love crime. <laughs> <laughs> highlighting this because it happened in San Francisco, which of course is um, pretty progressive. It's more than that, okay? Because the San Francisco Democratic Party endorsed a district attorney candidate. And you're about to hear from him. His name is John Hamasaki, who uh, takes to mocking victims of these types of crimes. For instance, uh, one person had written on Twitter, uh, my teammates will be scarred forever. This person uh, is a foreigner and also dealt with a similar uh, situation. Being robbed hits you at your core, especially when it's thousands of dollars of loss. There is no downtown recovery without an aggressive push for safety. And then he uh, tagged Mayor London Breed. Now, the district attorney candidate that was endorsed by the Democratic Party in San Francisco said, interesting. Would getting your car window broken and some stuff stolen leave you scarred forever? Is this what the <laughs> suburbs do to you? Shelter you from basic city life experiences so that when they happen, you are broken to the core? He's writing this to someone who traveled to the United States from another country. Yeah. Basically telling him, "Oh, you're a victim of crime, you can go F off, okay? So is there a- He loves crime, that guy, that dude loves crime. Mm -hmm. 
I, I think this situation's a little ridiculous though, because oh, you're a no. CNN crew. Well, look, you're 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 like a TV reporter crew. You got bags in the car, like expensive equipment. Who knows what the hell's going on here? Like you're broadcasting that I've got expensive stuff. So yes, technically you should be able to walk around and do anything. But like this happens, you know. It's not. I don't think it's indicative of some some like big problem. Like I so understand you, crime is up, but still, uh -huh. like it's I, not I, like I this is this is the end of the world here. Come on, this is a special situation. So are you I against bait cars? Well, wait, 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 wait. No, let's not change the subject. I think that, her is, that broader, is the subject. I think her broader point is that you can find lots of situations where people have been victimized or have been victims of crime, and you'll see people on Twitter, depending on you know the race of the victim, the race of the perpetrator, you know the politics of the perpetrator, or the politics of the victim. You can see a lot of people on the left will will sometimes either try to downplay or you know have no sympathy for the person who was criminalized or you know mm -hmm. the victim of the crime. We saw this a lot with you know when certain buildings and businesses were destroyed during you know BLM uh, protests and riots and things of that nature. And she's sure. saying under your framework chank you could just say well the left loves crime the you know democrats love crime. I think that's what she's right. trying to point out to him. Which is true. Yeah. I agree, but I wish she would like provide some context here that mm -hmm. like, come on, this is kind of a unique situation. Like, yeah, they had security. So like, I mean, you know, a better example. Well, like, why thieves look, look for Yeah. Like what if it was just some random guy who came into town, wasn't a reporter or nothing, just like, and I got robbed twice I like got, that. I would be like, okay, I get look, that. I got to press, I got to press you on this because sure. Like in, in policing, sometimes they can put out bait cars, which are cars that you know, they're intending to get stolen so that they can get okay. the car thieves off the street, which is mm -hmm. basic. What you're saying is, you know, they had a, what did you expect? They had a bunch of bags in their car. Of course, criminals are going to steal their stuff. Shouldn't you be able to leave your bags in your car without criminals stealing your stuff? Or, or is, I mean, you're kind of making excuses for the criminals here. No, I'm just saying that this is unique. Yes, technically you should be able to leave piles of gold sitting in your car yes. and no one robs it with the windows down and nothing happens, right? Yes, but yes. the truth of the situation is if you leave a juicy target out there, then you're probably going to be a victim of a crime. Well, so, no, I'm all in favor of putting bait cars out and getting these criminals off the streets, man. If you're going to steal a car, we should incarcerate you for a long time. Well... <laughs> I, I, that's a, that, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. But, um, look, I trust that cops are, are know what they're doing when it comes to that. But I'm just saying for this specific example, this person had some expensive equipment in the car. First of all, why are you leaving your ID in the car in your bag? Like that's the stupidest thing you could do <laughs> look, in the world. Blaming the victim. I thought I you guys were the supposed victims to... in this case. Well, this, this case, is the I thing. Will. The left is supposed to be <laughs> against blaming the victim, but then all of a sudden, if it's like a conservative, these, first of all, these people aren't even conservatives that you're blaming, that right. you're victim no. blaming. I, okay, I'm just saying, ideally, they should be able to come to our city and enjoy and leave expensive things in the car and not get broken into. But I'm just saying, are you really surprised that your car got broken into? You have like armed security following you around and they step away and people are like, oh, shit. I'm not surprised in San Francisco, a city that's been run by Democrats. Well, okay. Let's um, haven't, haven't put enough bait cars out and gotten the criminals it, off the street. You know, it's it's interesting how this conversation goes because, you know, when it comes to like property theft and property crime, you know, that could be something that you hear like, you know, oh, obviously it's bad, but the person should have done more. 
and then you say, "Oh, you're blaming the victim, Adam." But isn't no. isn't the isn't the argument exactly reversed when we're talking about sexual assault? I know. Where, just, I just I know where you guys are going. I, right, I'm where just it's saying... kind of like um, you know, oh, if you say that the victim should have done something to protect herself, then you're blaming the victim. Well, but but I think the argument from in that case also is that someone should be able should be able to walk around without being assaulted right we all right. agree on that but they should also take steps to protect themselves so yeah no i agree well of course but everybody agrees like that's why women carry little weapons and stuff when they sure. and they try not to walk alone like yeah. you know like you can't walk around with gold chains on around the city and expect no one to try to pull something on you, you know, like, mm -hmm. and just like a woman one probably would avoid walking home alone at night, you know, because of the current situation. Right. But okay. I, all I'm saying is this example, like I, and I understand her whole point is, is, is what Adam is saying, but it's just, it's, it's kind of a ridiculous example that she used here. She should have just used some average Joe citizen. Hmm. Well, I guess it's probably whatever she, you know, she was aware of this because maybe this person, I don't know who this person is, Sunel and Tani. Maybe she's just aware of them because they follow them on, she follows them on Twitter or something. Well, so no, this is a current recently. story. Yeah. So, right, so that's, that's why she brought why she it up. Drew it, you know, but, but anyway, I, so. A uh, uh, portion of the left uh, that is way too permissive about crime. Yeah, of course there is. So, but first of all, look at this. I acknowledge an obvious reality. Already in right-wing media, that would be impossible, right? They would never acknowledge that they have radical right, etc. So, but okay, now let's look at how. I mean, they did kick Nick Fuentes out of CPAC, so I think that is some acknowledgement that they have people that are outside of the the political taboos. Well, he said media. Oh, okay. But I don't watch enough to comment on whether that's true or not. So. Right-wing media. I mean, I'm assuming like when Charlottesville happened, they were everyone on Fox was denouncing. Well, night, I mean, so. CPAC CPAC is covered by media and is a right wing thing. It's right. Like, so, right. Left wing voters dealt with that versus right wing voters. He Jank is making the argument that they will have neo Nazis on their channels. I haven't seen a neo Nazi on. Well, no, he, Fox he's making he, he, he's making the argument that he, you know he's willing to at least point to and call out extreme lefties that he doesn't like right but and so fox are... news will not point out extreme right-wingers that 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 you know they don't associate with and i'm just i don't know if that's true or not it is true what do you mean right that's i said i'm assuming it was true like with charlottesville i don't know how often it happens but then again i don't think with chank or msnbc or cnn i don't think they do this regularly where they point to extremists on their sides and say like we don't like these people i think most of the time it's don't talk about the people on our side that are you know that we don't like i think that's generally the tactic for these organizations and for political pundits right hmm. right so hamasaki by the way lost uh in seattle they elected a bunch of progressives because they thought progressive means helping the average person making progress towards equality etc that's true it does mean those things and then for whatever reason the crazed left-wing activists in seattle said no that means we just set up a nonstop crime central in the middle of Seattle and destroy everything in our path and believe in anarchy. And then <laughs> the left wing voters of Seattle were like, no, that's not what we meant. Most of you are fired, okay? Same thing happened in Portland. Same thing's gonna happen in San Francisco and in LA. The prosecutor recalled very left wing voters saying, I am against this. Whereas Republicans, 41% say, yeah, I know Trump's a criminal, so what? Okay, that's fair enough. And by the way, I'm just being clear in that 
I believe that it is wrong to take examples like this. That, that was, I don't know, that's a terrible argument that Cenk made. I know, and she because, just agreed with it. Well, because there's a difference between, like, you know, obviously the crime that you experience in your city on a personal level, on a daily level, versus, like, well, if some politician you support, you know, committed some crime that you don't really see as a big deal, would you still support him or her? And I think most people, regardless of political party, are going to say yes to that one. Well, and, and I think this poll, it may not be this one, but a similar poll basically had most people saying if someone committed a crime like an ex-president, they should be held accountable. But when they asked them if it was Trump, they changed their mind to some right. degree. And that's because people in their mind, he's, these are trumped up charges and or they're yes. minimal, you know, like yes. I personally believe that the president should be held to a higher standard. So there's people out there like I had a discussion in my chat about what if Trump, Trump jaywalked, should he be held accountable for that? I say yes, because we're supposed to be looking up to these people and they're supposed to be role models. So even with all the people out there saying that it's business expense, who cares? And he paid off mm -hmm. some you know, woman, whatever. I say we hold them to a higher standard. I think that benefits us as a society. I think um, so. My moral intuition agrees with you. I think that all politicians should be held to a higher standard. And I think j politicians and judges should get hit super hard when they violate the law um, morally. But the cynical part of my brain disagrees because I think the problem is when I think you have to be very careful when you go after, especially when you go after presidents uh, for these reasons, because essentially it's like you, you don't want to create a precedent where whoever wins the presidency is going to leverage that power to try to arrest their a political opponent. Like imagine if when Trump won, you know, he went through with like trying to lock Hillary up, right, for whatever email shenanigans were going on there. Like that'd be seen as like a wild abuse of power. And it's kind of the same thing with this is like, you know, even if Trump did violate campaign contributions, you just it, it really feels like if Trump wasn't running for office and they weren't afraid of that, that it's I don't think that these prosecutions would be going on. It does feel like a political maneuver. I don't disagree with that, but I think that the higher standard requires that, um, that they do look this carefully. And and I've heard the argument about setting precedent. People are worried, well, they'll just do this forever now. Everybody will investigate their ex-president like right. they do in, in other countries. Right. We don't want to go down that route. Stuff, yeah. I, but I believe most people who run for president and re receive the nomination are decent people. I go back to Mitt <laughs> Romney. I go back to John McCain. <laughs> I will say these are decent people that I don't think are career uh -huh. criminals. I think Donald Trump is an aberration. And I, I don't think Joe Biden's committed crimes. I don't think uh, most of these people don't commit crimes. And you guys might mm -hmm. disagree, but I don't think any precedents being set here. We've got a career criminal, a con man who got his way into the Oval Office. My opinion, people can disagree. And he, he's been criming his whole life and it's catching up to him now. And he continued to do so when he was president. So this is this is how the cookie crumbles. I, I just don't think others mm -hmm. have committed crimes. I think um I think Trump is an aberration to some respect. I, I mean, I do think a lot of other presidents have probably committed lots of crimes. You know, Mitt Romney, you know, ran leverage buyout firms for years. I mean, he seemed like a total piece of shit <laughs> like when he was doing. I mean, I think leverage buyouts are kind of disgusting anyway. 
Um, there's something there he, you could get him on. Totally. Yeah. I, I bet there's something there you could get him on. And I, and I think he only kind of came out against Trump because Trump famously, I don't know why, I don't remember why, but Trump famously like kind of floated the idea that he was going to be secretary of state or some high position and then like slapped him in the face. Just kind of like mocked oh, yeah. him for it. He and had I think a, that he, was kind of why Mitt Romney was against Trump. I don't think it was like him taking a moral stance or anything. He he came to Bedminster golf course when Trump was picking cabinet members, I believe, and did an interview for a position. Yeah. Well, yeah. Trump invited him. I, I right. Thought, Trump invited yeah. him. Yeah, yeah he that, faked you know, him that, out. Yeah, there's that famous Maybe, picture yeah. of like Mitt Romney walking away looking stunned and Trump with a big <laughs> smile on his face. So it looks like he was just fucking with him for some reason. Maybe. He got um, Romney's endorsement and then denied him the cabinet position. Right. And then yeah. with Biden, well, well, what were you going to say? I was going to say Romney got his revenge because he became the first senator from the president's party to vote to uh, convict him of an impeachment. I guess. Trial. I don't know if, I mean, it'll be in history forever. But then... He didn't get convicted, though, so I don't know. No, but he, it was the first time a member of the president's party ever did that. It's sure, pretty sure, damning. Um, but then with Biden, like, I don't know if it's a crime, but I'm pretty sure Biden has at least sold himself or his son has sold his proximity uh, to his father as a means to get money to, you know, leverage for like, hey, pay me to be on the board of Burisma, pay me, pay me X, Y, Z dollars, you know, to have influence on my father. I mean, I don't know if any of that's ever taken root and actually influenced Biden, but I think selling it is, you know really fucked up in the well, first place i think you're talking about 10 percent for the big guy that's that all comes from the hunter biden laptop which yeah. which uh you know we don't even know what's real what's not or what's implied and and so we could have a whole long discussion there but well i i just disagreed that hmm? email to my knowledge well yes but the the email says for the big guy i think it was hunter biden just playing games to get himself an extra 10 percent. pretty smart that's business move, i mean that's me. possible that's definitely possible but um <laughs> i think if you're even if even if that's the case even if biden himself never got a cent of that i mean the uh -huh. fact that he was allowing his son to fucking do this shit is pretty wild well but come on all these guys do it all the presidents it's all celebrities do it they sell access to their last names and they they well, celebrity versus a president or a, a vice president's like a huge difference i just think they all do it um but it's 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 having the family's last name associated with your business right like it's mm -hmm. just good for business so i think it's it's not against the law i think it's just kind of something that is is tolerated i i i think we could have a conversation whether or not it should be happening but mm -hmm. is it illegal i don't think so but yeah, well, i know I, what yeah. you're saying right, i know right. what you're saying sitch like okay there's some like shady stuff that goes on with all these guys and you could probably mm -hmm. trump up charges on any of them right i just think that that is mudding the waters for real crimes committed by trump i mean I, you know we could get into all the charges here but like for me the documents case is just so cut and dry the guy hid documents he did not comply with a subpoena mm -hmm. who knows what but didn't sort biden of do that too they found documents at his yes from the 70s probably like schedules you know like they they so classify statute so of limitations much has... well no the the difference would be whether biden had documents uh unintentionally and then when asked they gave them whether if now, I don't know if I don't know. They're, I think they're claiming they have evidence to do this, but I don't think it's been released publicly. They're claiming they have evidence that Trump knew he had documents and when he was asked intentionally hid them for whatever reason. Well, so that'd be a he, very and his lawyers, scenario. his lawyers sent a letter saying there's no documents left here after the subpoena was issued. And yeah, that could be a mistake, that, right? 
Well, he had documents in his desk drawer with his passport. I mean, remember the documents on his office floor? That was in his office. How could mm -hmm. that be a mistake? And there were offices, there were documents down in the boxes downstairs still. I mean, the Look, guy it, got caught red-handed. He never thought the FBI would, would raid his home. It sounds like you agree that you mm -hmm. could go after anyone in political life. You could, but I don't think you would get anything to stick on anyone but Trump because he actually has committed crimes and others haven't. So, well, just let, let me go back to the documents for a second. I think, yeah, I don't like I, they said it was in his drawer. I don't remember if they said like exactly what the position of the documents were. Obviously, if you, you know, you open the drawer that Trump uses and there's a document right at the top, the top secret, you'd be like, well, how the fuck did you know you miss this one? Right. Um, I know they said there was a bunch of documents like, you know, in the back of his closet somewhere and there were stuff in the basement. Um, mm -hmm. But I believe I'm not 100 percent sure on this, but I believe for the charge, they would have to prove that it was that that there was a knowing intent to, to deceive the government and say that they didn't have documents and that they're saying that when the lawyer signed the paper that said we don't have any more documents, that the lawyer knew that they did have stuff and was being directed by Trump. And I believe they claim that they have additional evidence to that fact that we haven't seen yet. Well, you're right. And that's why a federal judge saw evidence exactly related to that and said that Evan Corcoran, Trump's lawyer who wrote the letter, has to come back and answer questions. He lost right. his attorney-client privilege because evidence was presented by the government to the judge that was so convincing that he got the rare a removal of mm -hmm. attorney client exemption, which is like right. super rare. And so that's directly related to that letter. So I, I think he's cooked. We'll see. I mean, I think, I think for any case against Trump, it's going to be a massive uphill battle because I don't think most people involved care about the facts. I think it's going to be strictly along political lines, whether they think he's guilty <laughs> or not. So I don't know how they're going to find a jury to weigh on this, but. Dude, I'm surprised by how many people out there don't know anything. Remember this jury four woman who came out and gave these loopy interviews? This yes. this young woman, remember her? She had no clue. She didn't pay attention to anything. She she was like, oh my God, it's Rudy Giuliani. She was like starstruck from back during the 9-11 days. You know what I mean? Like, so there's plenty of people out there who have no clue what's going on in politics. Yeah, but so then it's even worse. It's like we have to literally get the dumbest people in America to be in the jury. Well, that's not they're the only people that don't know. I would say that's unfair. Just because you're not abreast of what's going on in politics doesn't make you dumb. If she someone could be doesn't brilliant have... scientist or something, uh -huh. for all we know. Oh, okay. There's just that's a, there's some brilliant scientist locked away on his mountain laboratory somewhere, charting stars <laughs> hey. and and working in quantum physics. He just he doesn't even know who the president is, and then he'll he'll weigh in on the case. Yeah. Too busy solving the world's mysteries. Go. Okay. I'll just say that lady didn't strike me as like, you know, the sharpest tool in the tool <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I got his arrest. I'll be back. The, I'm going to still be right. listening, though. That sure. crazy lady wasn't on the documents thing, though. That crazy lady. She was, was for Georgia. She was yeah, for, yeah, she so. was for Georgia. But I use her yeah. as an example that there are like people out there who are just totally clueless. Like I met yeah. a streamer who didn't even know about January 6th recently, and I was blown away. Oh my god. No, you didn't know. You thought the crazy lady was for the documents. You're just as uninformed. No. As <laughs> Come on. I knew she I'm was just I'm only woman for Atlanta. Yeah. And a, and you. a great meme for the rest of her Wait, life. Before you because... go to the bathroom, who who was the person I didn't know about January 6th? Um, she's a Twitch streamer. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you want to know more about her. She's she's kind of a pool streamer, so I'll send you a link. Oh, oh. Wink wink. 
I love okay, the pool I was streamers. Just, like, Very yeah, if you're gonna say like if you're gonna say like some Twitch thought <laughs> didn't know about January 6th, I'd be like, oh, okay, I guess that makes sense. I thought he said well, poll at first, like political, but oh no, no, like he pool, means like pool. she hangs out. Yeah, like right. she plays pool. pool. You know, she's a she's no, a very she hangs out in a blow up pool because some yes, yeah. She's also Canadian, so you know, in all fairness, but still, the fact that like I feel like all Canadians probably know about January 6th yeah. too. I mean, it's barely. <laughs> but a she had no idea, no idea. Hilarious. All right, all right let's you keep go, going. You go to the bathroom. Don't pull a. And make a, a blanket statement about the left loving crime. Okay, but let me give you more. Because uh, Los Angeles is a little different. By the way, a few more things I got to tell you about this guy. He is insane um, because he's in favor of, uh, I guess, teenagers having possession of stolen guns. Here's another example. So um, apparently, uh, there was a post on Twitter about how a an, a stolen nine millimeter gun uh, was confiscated from a 17 year old teenager. Right. Mm -hmm. Hamasaki responded to that by saying, uncomfortable truth, taking a gun from one kid may as likely stop violence as end up in that kid getting killed. It may feel good to post this photo, but I've known too many kids who were killed for being in the wrong neighborhood, often their own and unable to protect. The 17 year old was in possession of a stolen gun. And this guy has a problem with that gun being taken away from him. And he's like, oh, he's using it for his protection. First of all, how do you know? Who is this guy? John Hamasaki? I thought Who's he was weirdo? some prosecutor. Some, uh, he's involved in some kind of law enforcement. I mean, his, his name is Hamasaki Look, Law I'm, on Twitter. I'm always, I'm always saying, yeah, you, I literally said this on a past room when we talked about guns. You don't know how many guns are pr protecting people from getting killed. Like if you're being bullied by a bunch of gangsters at your school, I mean you want a gun, do you not? John, oh, yeah, okay, maybe you're gonna John, die. They're gonna John, kill your ass. Right, John Hamasaki ran for district attorney in San Francisco. Yeah, DA. Yeah, I don't think he the won. The DA. Though. He he was a former police commissioner. This guy's saying crazy shit for being a former police commissioner. Look, he well, knows they... when response times are 40 minutes, he knows. He's like, these people need guns in their house. We, <laughs> The cops aren't going to get there for, you know, 40 minutes. I think she said he was endorsed by the Democratic Party, too. Yeah. Look, a lot of people wow. don't really understand law enforcement. They don't understand how you, you got to take these violent criminals and get them yeah, off the streets. Yeah, but this guy isn't. He's, this is. He's like. He's like super. This guy's like super left wing though. He's not like some gun rights. Like we need to protect the rights of children having guns. He, it just seems like he's pro criminal, which is weird for a police commissioner. Well, oh, okay. But some leftoids are like, well, this young man, he's suffering, and he needs to, you know, exactly, he needs to take right. care of himself, yes. kind of thing. But just learn kung fu or something, man. I don't know. Learn how to box. <laughs> Very practical. Thank you, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Reality. Yeah. Just learn some Aikido, some Taekwondo. Uh, second of all, no, 17-year-olds don't get to walk around with stolen weapons and say, oh, it's for my protection. <laughs> How do you know that guy wasn't going to commit a significant crime with that right. stolen weapon, which is already a significant crime? But so with the Democratic establishment. How do you know he wasn't a good guy with a gun? Establishment <laughs> in San Francisco endorsing this guy. One could argue, right? I would I would say it's inaccurate. One could argue the left loves crime 
But the left doesn't love crime. No, but but Anna. That is a mischaracterization. Anna, the left does like cr love crime. What are you talking about? They keep letting these violent <laughs> criminals out on zero bail. Oh, can I talk about this for one second? So there's this talking about. I know you're saying it in jest that progressive DAs. So maybe you're not. I'm Adam. not in know, jest. Maybe, what are you? Are you saying it in sincerity? Okay, so fine. That's fine. There's the talking point that progressive DAs are letting out these violent criminals. What about the January 6th? These are violent people who have been accused of hitting cops with bats and spears, and they're being praised like heroes. If, like any, of, if any of them assaulted police officers, lock them up. They all did, and yet the right is just no, trying to no, have these people released. Just look up they any didn't of their all names. Do it. They didn't. They There's didn't. like 20. There's 20 out of like 1,500 that but are being held. That assaulted police violent. officers, or they just yes. broke in? They just no no, no a lot the of trespassing the people, people. A, a lot of the first those people guys that were, were bailed out were people that were attacking cops. Um, but they always but the the fixation is on the you know the QAnon shaman guy who, to my knowledge, didn't uh, beat up any cops. So and they threw but the he pleaded guilty. Yeah, like he's not. You know, he admitted yeah, he it, cried. He said sorry. They offered him like a hit of acid if he pleaded guilty. What what <laughs> was he gonna do? I I feel like with him, I feel like with him, um, basically what happened was. Because of the way he looked, he became kind of like the poster child for January 6th. And so they like really went hard after him. I, I agree. But there are a core group now that they call the J6 prisoners. And like Marge, Marjorie Taylor Greene visited right. them. And they're like saying we should free these people. These are violent criminals who have no remorse. And the right is advocating for them to be bailed out. And yet the hypocrisy that they get mad at these progressive DAs for bailing out violent people. I, it just well, blows my mind. They're not, multi, not mul it, multiple like well, uh, crime. Well, they don't have well, a long no, record of crimes. Here's what's happening. First of oh, all, you I are just making excuses, Adam. Come on. <laughs> Stop, can't believe it. Now, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm totally fine with the people that, that committed violence on January 6th being locked away. For yeah, I said of time. that too. I, I don't give a shit about that. Um, and I think the people advocating for them to be released are like 100% coping about everything. I think there's a lot of cope about January 6th on the right. Um, but all that being said, I'm not sure if that's comparable if you have a situation where like there's this weird political situation where everyone's, you know, bait, like rooting, like whether they're for it or against it, it's completely based on their political ideology to like just general criminal activity, which is, you know, an apolitical situation most of the time. Hey, look, it's a fair point. Um, it's fair. I mean, the funny thing is, if you look at the crime stats in New York City, Alvin Bragg has actually brought down violent crime. Most crime has gone down. So the argument's totally null, at least in New York City. I thought it, are you, is that true? I thought it was going up, but I'm not even really. Yeah, I can send you a link. There was like 5% decline in violent crime. One one thing went up. I think it was like grand larceny or well, something, but rape, murder, robbery, everything is down. Well, well, first of all, it's kind of hard to tell to an extent because it's like you know crime shot up drastically as soon as lockdown ended so you do expect there to be mm -hmm. a decline right like you know a natural decline at some point but um well but the the argument is that alvin bragg for example is the manhattan da is focused on trump meanwhile he's letting out violent criminals he should be focused on those people he's too busy focused on trump but crime is down on a week by week basis right now in new york city so it seems like he's spinning a mm -hmm. lot of plates and doing just fine well, here's a Here's a New York Times article from this is January of this year. Mm -hmm. It says major crime rose 22% in New York City, even as shootings fell. So is it like this is Jan people January? Oh, so it's, it's going down now. And like, yeah, I had 
I had something from March. I'll see if I can find it for okay. you. Because it might be a situation too where it's like, well, what cr some crimes are going up, some crimes are going down. Um, because it says surges in, in robbery, burglary, and other crimes drove a 22% increase in overall major crime in New York City last year compared with the year prior, despite a significant drop in shootings and murders. So that's interesting. Here, let me, uh, I'm going to send you something. Okay. Wait, how do I even send it to you? I, I don't have you, you on, on more. Uh... If you hit on Zoom, if you hit more and there's a little thing that says chat, you click it and a little chat window will pop up. You can drop a link on there. On Zoom? Yeah, you see where it says more? Like three dots. I'll figure it out. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Sitch? Uh, just you're not the only boomer on stream anymore. <laughs> Listen, Me? I'm what boomer are you talking hell, about? Dude. Okay, there you go. Thank you. I see him. Okay. I'm working. We can, we can I'm working on some art while you guys are uh, what screwing are you doing? around. Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> NYPD announces citywide crime statistics for February. So this is February. Um, overall index crime compared to February from last year is declined by 5.6%. Uh, made in the subway system, major crimes fell in the subway system. That's interesting. Um, blah blah blah. Regarding citywide decrease in overall index crime compared to February of last year. Blah. Yeah, it feels like it's. It feels like it's one of those things where it's like, like what crime is being looked at? Like some crimes have been going up, some crimes have been going down. Because yeah, this, I mean, you, know, you can play. Totally. There's some, and there are some that went up. Like I mentioned, violent I think crime is way up. Yeah, as you said, yeah. Jaywalking is what? way down. So that's yeah. basically the murder, what... murder and rapes down. So that's good at least. Oh really? <laughs> well, that's the opposite. Okay. Yeah. But I'm sure somebody could find another progressive city where they could show me like Portland or something that it's up. But I just bring this mm -hmm. example because Alvin Bragg's been in the news a lot. And people are like, Alvin Bragg too busy with Donald Trump needs to focus on crime. It's like, well, he's doing okay. It looks like. Well, I, I just learn everything through memes. So if it's not True. in a meme, I really don't know what's right. going on. But I didn't mean to put you on the spot, uh, Sitch. You didn't put me on the spot. What do you guys well, think of my by, like... jank smoking a fatty <clears throat> drawing? I mean, I'm not I'm not actual justice warrior. I don't follow like all the crime stats or anything. I'm sure he's probably would be screaming right now about something that he knows about New York crime stats, but. I like your your artwork's pretty based, dude. Yeah, That's a fatty. That. I'd smoke a joint with Jank. I think it'd be fun. Oh yeah, I like that. totally. I like that. <sighs> Jank seems like the kind of guy though that would get high and like freak out and jump in a taxi and go home <laughs> secretly. Like, where did Jank go? We were partying with Jank. What happened to it? That picture is so perfect, and then you ruin it by adding the blunt to it. <laughs> I mean, I can take the blunt away. Look, it's so funny without the blunt. <laughs> look. It's you like got blunt. Picture. You got blunt or no yeah. blunt. Look, okay. we aim to please here. Do you like that picture of Jank? That's an AI upscaled picture, right? Yeah, yep. you, you can Is tell because the AI kind of doesn't know what to do with his suit. There, it's like, mm -hmm. look, I can get the face perfect. <laughs> what, well, I mean, it looks guys... like he's wearing like makeup or something. <laughs> What'd you guys think of the Trump AI with his prison jumpsuit and all that? I thought it was hilarious. That was pretty funny, yeah. All those AI pictures. Oh yeah. Yeah. AI's a lot People of were fun. crying about the the Pope wearing a puffy jacket. I don't know. That didn't seem I too mean, bad to me. It's gonna be wild. Like you know, I'm sure you've seen all the video, the million videos of like Trump and 
uh, Obama and Joe Rogan playing like Minecraft and all that stuff. I mean, that's that's our future. It's just going to be that forever. So. <laughs> People are going to have to deal with it. I think it's it. funny. Yeah, that's no, how I'm going to learn too. all my politics. It's going to be crazy. Right. Hell yeah. Oh, you can't even put a folder in a folder on on OBS. Do you oh stream with OBS or are you what do you use? I I use Streamlabs, but I also use OBS for my multi cameras. I have a, okay. uh, a little plug in that allows me to put the camera multiple places. Well, I'm angry that I can't put the blunt in its own thing. So anyway, uh back to the video. <laughs> but those leftists uh there I think are extreme. And yeah, they they think crime is not that big but a deal. They say it all the time. Representative of all left wing voters. Of course not. But that's my that's point. point. So I just look. All I'm asking for is specificity, right? And I'm also asking for you know just stay away from hyperbole and needlessly making blanket statements about whole swaths of the population. No, but Anna, Jake you can't is like be a political pundit. Jake is like doing those things. Okay, Anna. That's how we make our money. What yeah, the hell? You just yeah. you just woke up and are like, oh, there's gambling in Casablanca. No shit, <laughs> there's gambling in Casablanca. You work here. Yes. Remember when you, where's the old Anna that would look into the camera and say, hell yeah, I'm better than you. We <laughs> need that Anna back again. Yeah, she's think, going through something for sure. Do you think her being wrong about the Kyle Rittenhouse video is, is what led Oh, to yes, this a lot. Scene? Yeah, I think that was part of it, definitely. She was like, mm -hmm. oh, my God, I learned from the memes. I'm supposed to be a journalist teacher at, at UCLA. Yeah, that's pretty bad. News I just, I don't know about that one. I saw her tweet about trans people recently saying, don't call me a birthing machine or whatever. That's the, like, that's the next, yeah. that's the next video we have lined up if we ever get to okay. it. Okay. Yeah. I don't well, want to spoil it for you guys. So in the, um, I know you have supposedly, everyone chat is like dying to like, to hear your contentious comments. I know. But it's going to be like a 50 minute side quest though, isn't it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> probably. But, um, there, you know, the, I'm sure you're familiar with the video like of Kyle Rittenhouse, like, you know, running away from, uh, uh sure. Joseph it? Rosenbaum, Rosenbaum. Yeah. You know, and then he turns around and shoots him. Uh, Anna for the majority of like, for like a year, she thought Kyle was the one chasing Joseph Rosenbaum through the, tr through the entire trial. Like yeah, I, after the trial, she came out and said, listen, after I, the trial is that yeah. was, okay. Wow. So yeah. No, I never thought that for a second. I thought the guy was just a, kind of a sick guy. He had like his hospital bags. He just got checked yeah, out of the hospital. And he threw, he yeah, he threw him at him. He tried to he chased Kyle, yeah. A week before. Yeah. So. yeah, he was obviously mentally deranged. Mm -hmm. So your Kyle Rittenhouse take can't be that bad if you at least know that it was the other guy chasing him in the video. <laughs> well, I, I, I believe what Kyle believes. He should have never been there. Oh, that's... Yeah, but that doesn't mean that he would be guilty, right? I think he defended himself, but he should have never been there in the first place. Um, no need to play toy soldier hero. Um, this is um, a standard destiny take. But I, this is not like really. Is it? This isn't. They need to mow down those pro. No. Um, I think that nice. I understand, but here's my take that might be a little different. I understand okay. why the crowd did what it did. They thought that they were going to lose their lives too. And I think that there's there's been very little sympathy for that, and I find that. 
disheartening because those people did not attack him because he was some white kid with a gun. They attacked him because someone was shouting, gun, get him, get him. And I've been to a lot of protests mm -hmm. and you don't know what's going on. You see a guy with a gun and, and you try to be a hero maybe when you're a little younger and maybe older too. And and they lost their lives. And and so people are like, ah, mm -hmm. pedos. And these people are disgusting. And I think the Joseph Rosenbaum guy, whatever his name is too, he was mentally ill, as you said, like he was in the hospital and he was obviously aggressive. So I just think that the humanity has been lost from all these people and everybody just praises right. Kyle. And it's like people lost their lives that day, too. And they thought they were doing the right thing also. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I agree with the second thing you said, but not the first thing. The second thing I agree with is that, like, yeah, if you're there, are people at a protest and someone's just shouting, you know, he's got a gun, get him, right? Like, that's mm -hmm. this was getting people motivated. I don't think they thought they were in danger, or at least I don't think it's reasonable for them to think that because, you know, he's not running towards people with a gun he's literally running away from them towards the police so i'm not yeah sure but you, even you think it, that like you're in your life is in danger so much you're going to stop him from running away from you like that doesn't make sense i i get it but the police were like 100 feet down the road and it's like right. it's in the spur of the moment like it's not clear in the moment so i i agree with you like in in theory but I think those people thought they were doing the right thing and, and they lost their lives because of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he had he had to defend himself. I mean, he one of them had a gun or two of them had a gun. So yeah. I get it. I get yeah, it. No. But it's just yeah. tragic. The whole thing's tragic. And it it is just tragic. kills me that people take sides right. and like those the victims who died mm -hmm. and the guy who got his arm shot and it's he, his bicep was blown away. He'll never be able to hold his arm up. Like mm -hmm. people just talk about them like they're monsters and that they just well, don't that see guy them as was human. a lying piece of shit in the trial and tried to get him put away for life based off of his lies. So I do think that guy, you know, fuck that guy seriously because, Damn. yeah, well, I might have had some sympathy when he was chasing after him, thinking that he was, you know, doing the right thing and stuff like that. But the fact that he didn't wake up and realize, oh, I made a mistake, he was going to the police and still wanted to get him incarcerated. No, fuck that guy. Fuck that mm. guy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the details on that. I, th I think... Um, I just know that people got injured and lost right. their lives, and I think that's always a tragedy in my opinion. Sure. Yeah, and I, and I understand that. Um, I understand that completely, and I don't disagree with that. I think that... Not, I mean, I don't think for, for uh, Rosenbaum, because he's just a crazy asshole. But the other people afterwards, I do think in their mind they thought they were doing the right thing so do i and yeah. so there's an element of tragedy to it but that doesn't justify their actions like you can think you're doing the right thing and, and do the wrong thing correct because you're sure. acting you know completely negligently which i think they did in this situation so yeah but, the, the the guy also tried to file a lawsuit against the city and stuff that guy's yeah. not that guy's a piece of shit mm. man. yeah i don't have a lot of sympathy for him because of how he's acted after the fact. Yep. Um, you Not know, only that, so. he says he wished he would have blown Kyle Rittenhouse away, which, oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't want to, I don't try to get in the head of these people. Who knows, man? I Maybe I'd be mad too if I had my arm blown off. I mean, I, of I course. Know. Right. But, well, so, but just to be clear, okay. So mm -hmm. the question is, you know, I, yeah, sure. You can make this. You could say like, yeah, he should have never been there. He did. He wishes he wasn't there. Obviously, he would have liked to have sure. avoided all this. You know, fucking. His life is gonna be crazy now forever. Yeah. Why um, didn't he wish he didn't never pulled his gun out? Why didn't he wish he didn't chase him? But yeah, but but I'm assuming <laughs> it sounds like you're saying you think that he still should have been found not guilty. Based on the evidence I saw, 
Sure. I don't think he purposefully murdered people. I think he was okay. defending himself. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Well, I don't know why everyone in the chat was so like, oh my God, that's the craziest Kyle Rittenhouse take. I mean, it doesn't seem because they're so. There's no nuance. It's like Kyle's a hero. He was wronged. He was just defending his neighborhood. And, mm -hmm. and there's no, you know, even if someone is a piece of shit, even if someone like, you know, let's say someone hits your car out of road rage and pulls over and punches your windshield and then you shoot him. You know, it's still a tragedy that that like what's going on with that guy that he's so mad that that. Happened. No, I agree. Like, yeah. Yeah. The, that's the, where I just look yeah. you. He even steel man the conservative argument there. So like no hate. <laughs> Right? <laughs> no, it's it's all good. That, but I understand why people react the way they do too. Like they're mm -hmm. you know it's most, very black most, and white. Most people though are unable to steel man the conservative argument. Most like mm. many people on the left are unable to do that. Well, don't get me wrong. I don't I don't want to talk about bad attitude. I don't. I think Kyle was pretty gross with his mm. victory tour and all that, and you well, know we he weren't continues to fundraise <laughs> off it, <laughs> which weird. I think is disgusting. Are, well, on, on one hand, like. I think it's unfortunate because he definitely has been, I think, I think there are people that are kind of controlling him that are doing it for money. Yeah. Um, like I forgot the guy's name, you know, he had handlers that seemed to be very cynically motivated. Um, that kind of toying him around for stuff. Um, but I don't fault him for raising money specifically because I mean, is it, he's being civilly sued. And yes. so I think it's fine for him to raise money to defend himself. I think By that the was guy that blew his arm off. Right. Yeah, that's the guy who's doing so. Him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so he's struggling or, to raise the money now too. So it seems like he's con kind of falling yeah, out of favor. Gonna, he's gonna go bankrupt. Yeah, so I think his life is ruined too. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a victim in all this because once you kill somebody, your life is ruined too forever. Whether it's psychologically or you go to prison, like right. you're ruining yeah. two lives anytime you kill someone. Yeah, very much so. All right, uh, let's insensitive. Get for oh, twenty dollars says quote poor gauge grow skirts he fake surrendered and when kyle didn't pull the trigger he tried to shoot him again get ass blasted gauge can enjoy using his left hand for the rest of his life lmao well i mean that's I'd kind see... of my attitude like i hope you i hope you wipe with your left hand oh. to learn. well I just I, look. We've all done dumb things, and sometimes it's bigger than others. And I just I don't know, man. We all got to live together. And I just I I think people deserve second chances too. I mean, I don't know. Well, mm. I mean, I I completely agree with everything that you said, but I think Gage Grossroots has gotten a second chance and a third chance and a fourth chance, and continues to be a moron. So yeah, I think he's ba basically run out of chances. I think. If it's true that Gage Grosskirtz intentionally fake surrendered, saw that Kyle wasn't going to shoot him, and then tried to kill him, um, then I would think he's a an evil person. Now I know that's a narrative. I don't believe that's ever been proven to be true. It's not exactly. We don't know exactly what happened. Except he looked like he was going to surrender. Kyle moves, and then he goes to fire. And it's like, well, did he think? Did he think, ha ha? Now I fake surrender and kill him, or do you think, oh? You know, he's trying to shoot me, but his gun is jammed. We don't know exactly what happened in that situation. So but his friend just... posted on social media that Gage told him that he wished he would have blown him away. Right. But that doesn't contradict what I just said. So. Well, okay. what's, you know, what's the context of that? How was the tone? What was it said? You know, who knows? Yeah, well, I don't listen. True. I don't have, I don't have and sympathy for, I don't have a lot of sympathy for Gage any, regardless of that, just because of the way that he's suing the city the way that he's suing Kyle, he's basically trying to blame everyone for what was essentially his fuck up in the first place. Yeah. So, 
Yep. But anyway, let's, let's go back. And so we're That's not the getting, problem we're I not have. getting to the heart of the problem. So okay. the, look, the, the Republicans, generally speaking, and not just generally speaking, I give you specific examples, are the aggressors, right? So we we didn't just pass hundreds of laws against straight people in the country. They just passed hundreds the of laws. The politicians, and we should fight them, Jank. Do you think the Republican voters are against those laws? Be honest. Jank, I mean, what do they hear? Constant libs of TikTok, constant propaganda that's meant to scare them about the others. You know this. I know, but Anna, so what do we do? Because we can't just go, okay, this okay is, hey, you know what? Uh, let's, no, let's throw gay not, people that is not what I'm suggesting. I know you're not suggesting that. So I'm asking, what do we do? Okay, so do you think that you persuade them? By saying you guys are stupid, you guys love crime, you guys are hateful. Ordinary people, are you persuading them or are you just First releasing, all, you know, no, the emotional no, no, frustration no, that I also feel no, myself? No, this is super important and this is a good question and it has a very good answer. She basically just asked him, Are you persuading people or are you just politically jacking off? Are you just <laughs> doing it because it feels good? Getting getting off yourself? Mm -hmm. Or is it yeah, helping the situation? Why. I wonder why she's having this kind of moment now where she is trying to step out on her own a bit. I wonder if she's just kind of sick of TYT and them being stuck in time or something. I think it's Shapiro. I mean, it's so you really close. Think? I do, yes. But she's met with conservatives before, like at Politicon and stuff. I remember seeing her in 2019 at Politicon Shapiro, and I think 2018. Shapiro had his little hat on. He looked no. her in the eye. He was like... He charmed her, huh? <laughs> Anna, I, we, nice we, we could be friends. Look, she, you know... Didn't she get attacked recently? Oh, that too. Few times, yeah, a few times. Yeah, I think that's generally what gets people to kind of shift is when they get attacked by their team, all of a sudden they're like, oh, I've had like a brain blast of centrism. All of no, a sudden. she she got sexually True. assaulted. She talked about it on Ben Shapiro's Sunday show. She got sexually assaulted by a homeless man. Yeah, really? you, don't, you don't know that? I didn't watch the interview, no. He said, well, see, she, but she said uh, a homeless man, fully erect, came up behind her and started pumping on her. She was out with her dog, and uh, it was like a very... Was that recently? Disturbing that thing. Was that recently? <laughs> or was this like a, something that happened a while Don't ago? Don't they literally say that a conservative is just a progressive that has not been mugged yet? I mean... Yeah. <laughs> Did you, do you remember, did she say that happened to her recently? Uh, in Los Angeles, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, th yeah, that will definitely change yeah. someone. And then, because then she, they, the people were attacking her not over that, because, but she was, she was, I forget exactly. She was criticizing something, some soft on crime left stance, and like all the lefties jumped down her throat on Twitter. So she said uh, trans that trans thing recently got people mad. Yeah, the birthing mother thing. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny because I mean I, I think that's pretty true what she said. <laughs> yes. Totally. <laughs> It seems it seems to me it's weird to me. I remember I first saw this with um, I don't know if you followed any of the Evergreen stuff, you know, many years ago. You know, it would be weird when I'd see people on the left or the far left who would talk about, they'd say things like, "Oh, you know, black-bodied people or black bodies," and then now they say like, you know, birthing people. It's just it's to me it's so dehumanizing to like reference people, you know, strictly according to these like physical characteristics. And it seems very anti what I would think the left would be in favor of. And I just, I, my whole thought on it is like trans people are dealing with enough shit. They don't need like Anna to weigh in and like complain, voice her complaints. That's how I know you guys might disagree, but it's like, I don't know. I give trans people a lot of leeway and it's like, why are you picking this fight now? You know, like who cares? Well, 
they picked it's the not fight, an attack though. on trans people though it's more like what well, she's looking she at came an out attack of nowhere, on, on cis people it didn't come out of nowhere well, it came out of legislation being put out by the biden administration that called women birthing people and women yes, found that offensive but it was for like a technical like setting like in in certain like paperwork it wasn't like from now on women will not be called women anymore we demand you call them birthing machines like it was some like clinical setting or something yeah it but it was a budget that, document it was, it was mm -hmm. yeah we looked at but it was there. like in there and use that term for some specific purpose so that they could be inclusive uh just to define a whole group like it wasn't meant to be like this is how we speak about them from now on that's my understanding i don't know no, I, I, I i think that's a fair assessment i just i still mm. don't think the women the cis women who are being referred to as birthing people you're you're basic they find it uh disparaging they find it degrading that that was a uh, anna's terminology degrading yeah she so says don't to, call me by parts yeah. body parts isn't it? so to 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 Make it more inclusive. You're literally taking cis women and and degrading them. Is well, the... right. But who gets the who who gets the blowback? That's the thing, right? It's going to blow back on trans people. Like you're the cause of this. It's another thing, another problem you've caused. Well, I I now. honestly do not think that the trans people give a fuck if the bill says women. Like I just think this is like sure. Democrats. Trying to virtue signal. Oh my God! Vote for us. Look, we care about everyone. Oh, I don't think see, the, I don't think the trans people even care. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I think it was like a clinical term used for a very specific purpose, but I, I don't know. What, I'd have to look into it. The um, I brought it up. It was the section was reduces maternal mortality rate and ends race based disparities in maternal mortality. The United States has the highest maternal mortality rate among developed nations with an unacceptably high mortality rate for black, American, Indian, and Alaska natives and other women of color. These women there. To help end this high rate of maternal mortality and race-based disparities and outcomes among birthing people, and in addition to the investment in maternal health included in the American Families Plan. Blah, blah, blah. So, to me, I, I, I agree with Adam. To me, it seems entirely like a, a virtue signal. You know, if I they mean, put among uh, women again, if they put mothers, I don't think. Well, and they're probably doing it to get the conservatives riled up so that they, <laughs> you know, respond yeah, and people true. get like, that's true. They're Maybe, this yeah. is wedge politics. The Democrats well, do wedge politics as much as the Republicans do. That would be brilliant because then they're not talking about Biden and inflation, gas prices. Like, yeah, go fight over this term used in a budget. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, better. I don't think that's brilliant at all. I mean, who was, you know, you talked about how the Republicans failed with the red wave, but where was mm -hmm. the one place that the Republicans did well? State of Florida. That's right. And what is DeSantis running on? Being anti-woke. Stop woke. So. Well, I would argue it's gerrymandered to hell. The maps were redrawn in a quite a <laughs> quite a gerrymandered way he then and they have a super majority so they do whatever it they doesn't want, the so. gov, it, it can't be gerrymandered at the state level because governor is everyone in the state not for governor it I, can be for house but I, not for governor. well i understand that but i do believe gerrymandering does impact statewide office not technically but you like a lot of people are turned off from voting and they're like they feel boxed out so like what's the point but well that's, but that's not gerrymandering that's something I different
Right. Right. I understand. But I think it's a it's an impact of gerrymandering as well. I do think statewide races are affected because you're kind of, you know, you're disenfranchised in a sense. So why would you participate in the the statewide race? Well, because, you know, like regardless of I'm in some gerrymandered district, I know that my vote for governor is going to count. That's going to stretch beyond the gerrymandered district. That's why you would vote. I, I do agree, but I think that there is an impact on people. Like, well, my Look, house I live in so California. Screwed. Like, I th- there's no reason for me to vote for president. Let's uh-huh. be honest. <laughs> I vote because True. there are places, like, my vote is going to count at the state level when I vote for our state senators. So, I'm just saying. But anyway, no, we, I, let's get back to the video. What do you guys say? Let me just say, um, no. <laughs> no, I, go ahead. You know, it's it's you know as a floridian i have mm-hmm. you know florida when you look at the numbers florida has been going red for the last six or seven years you know before DeSantis came to office so it's possible that's just a continuation of that trend um or i i do think that i do think that being anti-woke does gain a lot of political capital for republican voters and i do think that it's a good strategy uh going forward for the president to be virulently anti-woke I think it's easier for people to kind of fixate on culture war issues as opposed to economic issues because it's just it's generally easier to understand, you know, how to solve a cultural problem than like some complicated, you know, economic policy or tax policy. Well, before Adam kills me, I just want to say quickly that there was a poll that showed like 56 percent of Americans think of woke as a positive thing. You guys saw that? Uh, I didn't see that poll specifically. But that poll was very down entirely around whether you <laughs> identify as a democrat or republican so uh well a, a third of republicans actually said that it was really? a positive thing yeah well you know there's a usa there's a news poll or something not Speaking a cantered of, poll like trump right, references right. on it is real well, does he really oh my god that's the worst <laughs> there, there's a there's a scott adam <laughs> speaking of scott adams who we talked about last time he has this idea that um 20 20 to 25 percent of people always answer polls wrong <laughs> Or stupid. <laughs> so. I'm not gonna listen, Scott Adams, man. He's a racist. You're not gonna listen. Racist to scumbag. Okay. Let's get back to the video. We're at th- okay. we're at three hours. Let's. I mean, I'm trying to. We'll finish the video. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll hang with you guys till you finish the video, and if you want to do any super chats, whatever, then I'll let you guys to go do your thing. Okay. Cool. Cool. So we're in a political battlefield. We have to win on these elections so we can win on the bills because they're winning the elections and winning the bills. And there's actually passing laws saying that gay people are so evil, we can't have innocent kids hear about their existence. Okay. That is an accurate representation of the law, right? (laughs) No, that's a total straw man. (laughs) The whole thing, she's talking about hyperbole here, and he goes straight into the hyperbole. So Mm -hmm. I cannot let that stand. So how do you win? You win by winning the middle. The middle, okay? So that's why sometimes when the left goes extreme, that doesn't help winning the middle, okay? And and it's you have to look at the polling to see what people actually want. They defunded the police, you poll it in African-American neighborhoods, and it polls terribly. Don't tell me that they want it when they don't want it. That's what you're talking about. And that's the elite saying, oh, this is what the people want. It's right. not true. But when you're talking about winning the middle, you have to say, yeah, if you're on that side, it's not okay. It's not normal. It's not, hey, 50-50, should we hate the gays or should we not hate the gays? No, if you hate people for who they are, you're a bit of a monster. I know you got turned into a monster by right-wing media and propaganda and 
and let's be honest, religion, etc. Okay, but people don't like honesty, so we're stuck. We're stuck. I don't think. But in terms of the stuck. middle, no, I don't want you to think as every stupid Democrat has done my entire life. It could oh be, could be. Maybe you should hate black people and Latinos and immigrants and gays and all these people. <laughs> I don't want to offend Republican voters. I don't want to offend them. Okay, so. I, I gotta be a warrior for that. And Anna, you're- Is that you laughing, Sitch? I feel like- Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, look at that. Someone's screen funny. cap. Holy cow. Hold on a second, guys. You like that? <laughs> this might have to- That's a good-, that's a good <laughs> This might have to be a, new, one. Yeah. a new meme. A new emoji. Well, I just- Do you think Jank hits Anna? I'm a little worried for this relationship here. I feel like- <laughs> I feel like we're- Physical. Almost, we're, all, we're getting close to a domestic- violence call here. <laughs> you're a warrior for that, and you're an awesome warrior for that. I know, I direct my ire toward those in power, Jenk, because I believe, look, I mean, like, look at Florida as a perfect example. They elected Obama twice, 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 twice. Look at, look at Florida now, right? Obviously, people can be persuaded, and you give up too easily. Like, you just do. We have policy ideas that are appealing across the aisle, period, period, period. But all of the focus by the mainstream Democratic Party is because they're paid by their donors and they don't actually want to push for the economic policies that would be popular. They they dive into the culture wars too, right? Yeah. So it's like this endless, like you're bad, no, you're bad, you're a terrible person, you're a terrible person. I'm not saying you don't fight the right wing power players, you absolutely do. But if we're to have Anyone outside of our political group be receptive to the popular policy ideas that we have, we can't persuade them by immediately attacking them and writing them off as all bad people. You guys are all bad people, you guys all love crime, you all love this, you all love that. It just doesn't make sense to me. And I, I disagree with your theory of change. The whole thing about winning over the middle, that is what elections have been about for decades. For decades. No, no, but they have a false middle. Their middle is, oh, uh, bipartisan compromise that we should give billions more to corporations, and that's the middle of the country. That ain't the middle of the country. The middle of the country is an average guy, an average woman working their ass off, exactly. barely making it, exactly. et cetera, right? So we address, I address the actual middle as opposed to the Democratic Party. Look, here's my solution, and this is what I've been doing to the best of my ability and often very wrongly, I'm sure, right? But I play both defense and offense. So if you're gonna attack people, we're going to defend them, period, okay? At the same time, and this is what none of the rest of the Democratic Party do. Bernie does it a little bit, Justice Democrats do it a tiny bit, but yeah, but, but a tiny, tiny, tiny. Yeah. Okay, what you have to do is play offense on economic issues. Yes. Do you want higher wages or do you want the Republican plan of lower wages? Do you want health care or don't you want health care? For God's sake, this is the one thing Anna and I agree most on. Play offense on economic issues. And look, right wing, let me just say this. I don't mind if you hate me. And I and I, I'm gonna fight you and you're gonna fight me, okay? On these culture war issues, it probably lasts the rest of our lifetime, okay? But can we just agree on things that are not culture war issues? Don't you want higher wages in healthcare? And I know some of you say, no, not if it means working with a lib. And by the way, some of us say, not if it means working with a bigot, a racist, a homophobe, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So both sides fight the culture wars either now or later, 
But you have to fight together, together on economic issues where the people at the top, the donors, are crushing the living crap out of both of us. Let's stop the robbery first, and then we can go back to fighting. How do you get people to work together when the beginning of that proposal is, we hate you guys, we think you're stupid, we think you love They criminals. hate us, you think they don't no, hate they us? they do hate us, they do hate yeah, us. Yeah, so what I'm but saying is it's okay, hate us, we hate you, but let's work together so, so we don't get robbed. Look, he's so delusional, he's well, so delusional. This is my problem with TIT is they give their audience a boogeyman of these this thing they can't see. It's these elites, these people in power. They're crushing mm -hmm. us, the people down below. And it, it's to me, it's no better than any other boogeyman out there. And it, it's it doesn't lead to any action. It just feels overwhelming. Like we're there's nothing we can do. Yeah. And the other thing I, I want to say is like Jank is right that. You got to know who your audience is right now on TYT calling the right all criminals. That's what they want to hear. You got to get your base fired up and, and you're not trying to speak to the middle. Nobody in the middle is watching TYT. So I don't I, I mean, you got to code switch based on what groups you're around. <laughs> no one in the middle is watching TYT. I couldn't no agree one. more. Yeah. Even me, I'm making fun of TYT. I want nothing to do with it. It's a bunch yeah. of soy lords out there who are angry Bernie didn't get the nomination in 2016 still to this day. That's right. it. Huh. They're boomers on Facebook, man. TYT sucks. <laughs> the right. guy's walking away with the freaking money. Let's stop the robbery first. So it's just an honest way of dealing with it. Instead of saying like, oh my God, maybe you guys are right about X, Y, or Z. No, I no. never said that, Jake. I, I never what the, the, the strong. Okay. That is a strong. Jake is implying that she's like just. Her argument is we just need to lie to them a little bit, and yeah. you know, but that's not what she's saying. That is a, you. no. You love straw manning. You love. You love. I'm as possible during this conversation. You're intentionally misrepresenting what I'm saying here. Obviously, I don't agree with the hateful rhetoric. I don't like any of it, okay? But there, it's really interesting to me that when you had a candidate like Obama who ran on hope and change, who ran on economic issues, all of these people who are now enamored with Donald Trump actually voted for Obama. Gee, I wonder why that is. Could it be that in lieu of a candidate that actually represents their economic interests, they just go for the cult of personality who owns the libs. That is what happens. That is our political landscape right now. So we can continue attacking ordinary people that we disagree with. And to be sure, I do disagree with them. But we have to also, more importantly, if you ask me, focus on the systems that has created this mess in the first place. And sometimes I feel like the focus isn't where it needs to be. That's yeah, all I'm saying. All right, super last thing on it. Look, Anna's again not wrong about the facts. So Obama, when he came, please don't make me sleep outside, Anna. In the office, <laughs> had around an eighty percent approval rating. So if the whole country was racist or all Republicans were racist, why was his approval rating that high? Why did he win a whole bunch of red states, right? So it's if you think the only answer is racism, bigotry, etc., you're wrong. The facts do not. Merit, do not prove out your thesis, okay? Right. So, but if you think that problem doesn't exist, well, you're probably not on the left anyway. Of course it exists, right? And of course it applies to some people, but- The question is the, how bad is it? The, the extent of it, the, how bad, how, what is the extent of racism, sexism, and homophobia? That's what well, most of the argument is over. Well, 
And also, I mean, the difference, like, you know, if, if Chank can identify this when he's being pressed by someone, I mean, yeah, that's well someone and good. he cares about, yeah, right. But is that, is he actually going to change his rhetoric going, Hell for, rhetoric no. going forward? You know, yeah, Hell I'm just majority. Oh, go ahead. This is all talk from Jank because yeah. their actions don't give this message. So they had Matt Gates on pretty recently and they just fought with him the whole time. But if they really wanted yeah. to try to meet people in the middle and talk about systems, they yeah. would bring on right wingers. They would avoid culture wars. They would say, OK, let's talk about the system. There's plenty of right wingers out there they could do that with. But they refuse to. They dive right into the culture wars. too. Matt Gates yeah. destroyed Jank. It was just not even close. Which I'm yeah, not a he, big Matt Gates fan, but uh, like, yeah, that was just demoralizing for Jank. He 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 definitely toyed with him, and he was in the power position. Um, yeah, and, but but they loved it because it got views. But it did not address what they want to address the the system, right? They totally. they talk all this talk, but they don't totally. walk the walk. Yep. Or half a Republicans or a third of Republicans, I don't know, but I do know that whatever percentage of Republicans that is, they're winning their primaries. They're winning general elections and they're passing laws. See, he even admits he doesn't know if the racist element is half or a quarter or three quarters. So he doesn't even really know. Mm -hmm. That I enforce their hatred of us onto all of society, right? Whereas our side can't play defense or offense. So I'm trying to help on both fronts, but I'm sure very very imperfectly so, and this is a good conversation. It'll continue probably for years. Thanks for watching the. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to continue for years. I think Anna <laughs> might be quitting Young Turks in six months, so it might last another six months. We'll see. Damn, she's going through something. I I do agree. She's going through something. Menopause. Wow. No. <laughs> Look, canceled. That was a joke. As the resident sexist, thank you. Is it actually? It would be closer to baby rabies from her age, right? Oh, okay. Baby have, rabies. Have you heard the term baby rabies? I've heard baby crazy. I've, I've never heard baby rabies. Yeah. yeah. Haven't heard that. I assume it means your clock is ticking. You're running out of eggs. Is that what it is? That's it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think Anna. We we covered her on another video, and it didn't seem like she was interested in having kids. So. So if that's the case, it can't be that. So. Well, it could. It could be Cope, Adam. You don't know. Do you want to... Uh, so you got any final thoughts and we'll read a couple Super Chats and then you can get out of here? Yeah, I don't want to take over you guys' whole show. I usually stream for like four, four hours anyway, so I'm getting you're close to my you're, time. Look, you're welcome to stick around. Yeah, we got... We're, you're welcome to stay as... I mean, we talked to death for like eight hours last two. <laughs> yeah, until you're done streaming. Uh, no, this is, it's this all is good. the thing. Most it. people want to be out in like two hours. So, But yeah. you're welcome uh, to... Like, we're not chasing you off. Stick around until no. you sign off if you want. No, it's all good. I'm, I'm happy to do like some super chats you guys want, and then I'll, I'll, I'll depart. But I, okay. I appreciate that. I know you guys mean it, so I appreciate that. Uh, Mr. Anderson, Mr. Anderson for $2 says, IRI, please debate Tree of Logic. You would own her. <laughs> wow. You Listen, as I told, I told Adam, I think yeah. Tree of Logic is funny. I think she's a character. I yeah. just have some history with her where I have no interest in getting burned by her again. And mm. I don't think her and I would Ooh. provide the fireworks that people wait, want. Wait a second. I get pretty chill. First mm. of all, we would not allow you to to do the fireworks that people want because are you sure well i mean if you guys want fireworks we're not going to stop you but i like I, I i'm only saying this and i didn't want to bring it up but you said you know we already had talked about it um hmm. i 
uh, yeah, I invited, I invited her on, but I told her, you know, you can't be like, you know, destroy, <laughs> smash. <laughs> like, that's just not our attitude. And she, and she actually agreed to that. She, she's done a bunch of debates with other people that were not heated or anything like that. So we'll probably sure. have her on, uh, on our own. Cause she was sharing a clip around that both of us were in and mm -hmm. she didn't like that clip of you on our show last time. Well, and she called me out too. She was calling me a dumbass sure. and a moron and all that shit on Twitter. I'm like, Hey, why don't you just come on the show? I mean, well, if anything, you guys reconciled because of that clip and because of me. So I'm happy that that happened. I hold no ill will towards her. I just, um, it's all me. I have no interest in engaging. I don't think she, every time I talk to her, she doesn't follow electoral politics. It's it's just all feelings. And what so was, what it's was of the, no interest to me. What happened? What was the. It was a, yeah, yeah. It was a couple of years ago. I was hosting my own panel and I had a friend, a conservative streamer on there. And it was just business as usual. And one day she DM me. We were friendly. She came on my show a bunch of times and she DM me one day after a show and said, you mistreated him. And I was like, I'm shocked you're saying this. And, and I reached out to him and said, hey, I'm sorry if, if you felt that way. He said, not at all. And she just wouldn't listen to me. She was just screaming at me in my DMs. I, I figured she had an aneurysm or uh, stopped taking her bipolar medicine or something. And and I just said, I can't I can't be around crazy. Listen, I've, I've slept with plenty of crazy women, and those days are behind me. So I, I just won't deal with it. Oh. She's obsessed with me still. But you see, she's clipping me and putting me on her Twitter. Like, that came out of the blue. I didn't mention her or anything. So. Well, we have – we've had – various guests turn on us too and i mean i just i this seems like a youtube thing to me i just i don't understand mm. it it's like people they're friendly with you up until a point that they feel like oh well you know i can milk some content here and burn the bridge and i just ooh, that's so Might bad that. i don't like that well yeah, i don't so want to i don't know tree and i don't want to accuse tree of that it sounds like that's kind of your Listen, what you're saying let so. me let me make everything worse okay <laughs> okay uh, yes. If you're listening Tree of Logic, I or I just said he doesn't want to sleep with you. Okay. Right. Well, she, I think she's married, so she probably doesn't want to sleep with him either. So don't get me wrong, she's attractive. I mm -hmm. think she's got some <laughs> oh, but she's he got would, some big old so he, knockers. But so he's I'm saying he saying, would like, sleep with her if she wasn't married and wasn't it, No, if she wasn't crazy, if she had a full <laughs> so function be, of a so brain, you, You're I making it worse. <laughs> I know. So you're saying you would sleep with her even though she is married. You're making it worse. No. Uh, if her husband allowed for me to cuck him, she no, 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 no. no why? Why? Oh, I respect my. the sanctity of marriage. This is that's their problem. You no, know this is gonna get clipped out. Why would you say that? This is gonna be on Twitter what? and like this is 15... content. This, this is hilarious. Is, got that. This is gonna be on Twitter in 15 minutes. I denounce and reject you. Look, I am so good. When I said I was making it worse, look, I am for. I am for Adam. the sanctity of marriage. I want yes. this to be known. Look, we listen, we literally happened. argued. I'm not in favor of your girlfriend having an OnlyFans account. Wow. <laughs> not mm -hmm. even. Last time this happened, you ended up making up with her. So who knows? Maybe it'll bring back another friendship for you. There you go. Look, listen, we, we. You're right. Look, oh I, my God, IRI, he's like Jesus. He will be, he will die. He will be crucified <laughs> so that we may find peace. Making, look, making up is just that's like a i don't we're not like friends or anything we've talked in dms and i told her she could come on the show she's like saying well maybe i'll come on the show i don't know if i even want to come on the show so well, now I she mean, now she ha now well, she'll come on the show and she talk <laughs> so, 
And I actually think you guys will have a lot of fun if I wasn't here. I think it would be really weird. Like, I think you guys will have a way more fun time without me and her. Like, I know the drama is the drama. That's funny. Yeah, but, like, yeah. I generally think you guys will have fun with her. Okay, cool. Oh, and chat says, why do I suddenly love IRI now? Well, there you go. Look, you, look you're winning him over. Uh, are, is that a conservative or are you a conservative or a progressive? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Uh, Fondue for $5 says, I'm in favor of having politicians wear their sponsors on their suits. Now, I think that's a genius idea. Sure, I'm I'm down. If you had to show Based. up, you know, you go to like watch like C-SPAN when the guy, when the politician stands up to speak, he's got all the patches all over his jacket for everyone that donates to him. Right. <laughs> It'd be great. I, I want the camera body cam too, man. That's a yeah. good idea, isn't it? Why not? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, it should, be, go. It oh. should be automatically posted to their website. They're... Their congressional website. True. True. Uh, Val Van Gogh for $40. Thank you, Val. Says, you are not racist towards white people because you feel they can take it. It's guilt from your past racism and needing a new place to direct it. You assume all white people are like you because if we weren't, if we aren't, then that means something's wrong with you. To explain this, you select an ontology where anyone subject to the same sociopolitical environment ends up the same way. Your ideology is a cope. You don't want the truth. You want therapy at any cost. Hmm. Well, I don't know if that's directed at me, I'm assuming, but yeah, I don't know if it's you uh, or like a general you, but I, I do agree. Everybody could use therapy. Okay. First of all, <laughs> we could all use some mental health care. Like why not? Uh, but, um, I don't believe in this sort of white guilt thing. I really don't. I, I find it very cringe. I don't think I experience it. Maybe I do, but, mm -hmm. um, I just want more, more people to have what I have because I think it would improve my life. Um, that's it. That's pretty much it, man. Mm -hmm. Wow. Cool. You have like uh, a Bugatti or something? <laughs> no, but I live a life where nobody bothers me and I'm comfortable and I don't miss a meal. And, you know, the cops don't get called on me for just walking around. And um, if I saw you in my neighborhood, I definitely call the cops. So All right. <laughs> well, no, I'm just obviously joking. So uh, John Masters. For five dollars says the worth of progress is dictated by truth. Set sail for India and you may prosper. Set sail for Atlantis and you will drown. Wow, that's good. Oh, yeah, I like that. That's a nice thing. Uh, Thunderstorm for five dollars relating to CRT says being based in ethnicity, I find ideologies evil and destructive to civilization pushed by a few. Mm-hmm. Mm. -hmm. mm. I mean, again, just quickly, the whole point of anything like CRT is is to try to um, be racist. Yes, be racist, but <laughs> make white people feel bad. No, it's 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 to try to get the the equal outcomes that we all would love to see. Right. We all believe in equal opportunity. That's pretty easy. But equal outcomes is the tough part. That's it. I mean, I, I don't think equal outcomes are something that can be forced on a, a group of people it, or achieve. It can't. Yeah. It, well, I agree. Pure equality, yes, but just more equity, I guess, is a better way to say it. It's funny mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. yeah, equity it does mean equal outcomes. Not a lot of people understand that. I feel like there's a lot of boomers in politics that just think equity is a new word for equality. They don't realize how different it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, look, some people are more talented than others, so I never think everybody should have, you know, I don't think I should be a billionaire. I don't think I have the talent to be one. So. Right. Yeah, uh, Texas, Texas SP 12 for $20 says this is the white N, but for equality. 
I, what does that mean? I didn't I don't know understand that, that. Like the white N-word, but for equality? I'm not sure I follow. Yeah. Uh, Blue566 for four months. Thank you so much. Says there are no studies that support a blank slate view. If anything, it's closer to 50-50 nature versus nurture, nurture than anything. And I think it's closer to 70-30 yeah. if you look at the most recent twin studies. Damn. I'll have to look into that more. Read, you I should do. read Jonathan yeah, Haidt's book, man. That that book will make you 20 IQ points smarter. Can you DM me the, the, yeah, the, righteous, the title or something? It's a Righteous Mind by Jonathan Haidt. I'll, I'll DM you a link. Okay, cool. A Gene Henry Penguin for $5 says, Blank Slate is the flat earth theory of human psychology. It's wishful thinking that you can change human nature at level and a degree that's impossible. I agree with that, yeah. Hmm. Um, let's see. So you guys get a lot of super chats. These are like towards the beginning of our conversation. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah I was I mean I wasn't going to interrupt the conversation to read them. I think we I think we get a lot of I've noticed like other streamers don't get as many super chats as us like it's impossible not to notice, but they don't really, oh, really respond to the super chats. I mean, we mm. like we read them and like respond like as a good question. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Where I Destiny has them like going in the background and doesn't even acknowledge right. that the person exists. So <laughs> he's he's very wealthy, so he doesn't even care. It's like you're lucky I'm letting you speak on my stream. Uh, I guess so. Uh, I'll, I'll read your I'll read your anime one later, Andrew, if that's what you're referring to. Clearly addressing IRI. Derek Cantrell for $5 says, Sitch, are you aware of the studies where conservatives can more accurately characterize proportions and takes of progressives versus vice versa? Yeah, we've talked about that on the stream. Um, there have been studies which show that conservatives are able to bring forward progressive arguments far better than progressives can bring forward conservative arguments. Uh, I will lay out the study real quickly for you, Mr. Important. The study mm -hmm. was done by Jonathan Haidt, and I believe it's Thalia Wheatley, where they had questionnaires that they asked conservatives to fill out and progressives to fill out. And then they took the exact same moral foundation questionnaire and they asked conservatives to fill it out as if a typical progressive would and they asked progressives to fill it out as they believed a typical conservative would and the conservatives nailed the progressives because you've got the progress how the progressives filled out the questionnaire and then the conservatives filling it out like the progressives and they did it almost perfectly like the progressives did it the progressives <laughs> failed <laughs> <laughs> they completely did not understand conservative moral foundations and could not fill out the questionnaire as a conservative actually filled it out. So well, that's a pretty devastating study. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like opportunity for, for improvement. But, yes, um, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I wonder what did he attribute it to? Or they attributed to the two the, people conducted it. So I, we talked about moral foundations theory. There's six mm -hmm. moral foundations. The progressives only focus basically on two and lightly on a third. The conservatives build institutions, organizations, you know, clubs, whatever, using all six moral foundations. So when they talk about loyalty or sanctity, a lot of times, you know, these these turn progressives off. One of the reasons why I thought 
uh, Donald Trump would win the nomination. And if winning the no if he won the nomination, he would win the election is because when he talks on his political stump speech and you can look for this, he frames everything in terms of fairness and hmm. fairness is the one moral foundation that progressives, conservatives and and libertarians all buy into in equal amounts. So by taking a topic and framing it, and you can understand, like topics you can frame different ways, right? The, the topic of immigration, the progressives frame in the, in the form of care harm. They frame, you know, we need to care for these, uh, these downtrodden travelers. We need to take them into our warm embrace and mother them, right? That doesn't appeal to conservatives. But framing it in terms of immigration, which Trump did, he was like, we need immigration, but we, you know, we can't let people jump in front of the line. We have to make people come in through legal channel. Like he's framing it completely in terms of, of fairness cheating. And I thought, oh man. And he would do that on every single issue. And I thought this guy's unstoppable because it's kind of the, well, ma the matrix functioning behind the politics. It makes sense on paper, but why do you think it did not pan out? Well, ultimately, in the second election, you, are you asking why he didn't get reelected? Because this was 2016. He did well, get elected. I'm saying, oh, okay. All right. And yeah, I guess I was uh, uh, wondering. I thought that was being applied to 2020. But if no, that no, was in, reference in, to 2016, sure. In 2020, I think I honestly think the, the white supremacist uh, stuff killed him in 2020. Interesting. Yeah. In also, the messaging was very different. Yes. You know, he wasn't. He wasn't really talking about fairness anymore. It was more like you know, own the lib stuff. So. And he was crying a lot about his his own personal problems. But well, it, according to exit polls, it was the pandemic that people voted overwhelmingly yeah. for Biden. Yeah. I, yeah. I do think. I think. I agree with you. Where if it wasn't for the pandemic, I think he still would have won re-election. So. I think so too. Yeah. The you if you read the righteous mind, you'll you should like it because you will be able to start looking at these these political speeches and look at what moral foundations they're hitting on and and start kind of evaluating them almost in like a money ball type way like okay this <laughs> this speech really didn't have anything for you know for the middle who who functions and believes in all those moral foundations yeah, it sounds interesting. I've never researched any theory or anything. It's all just feelings for me. Nice. It's right up your alley because it's all about feelings. <laughs> Is there any more super chats or? Uh, yeah. Uh, eight Acreal for five dollars says, "Holy cow! The snowflakes in this chat. LOL. Y'all are losing it over someone else's opinion. So there's someone." <laughs> defending you yeah i saw uh, a lot of people saying this chat is like insane i wasn't paying too much attention to the chat so i don't mm. know our Damn. david Pl david puff our brand new moderator <laughs> i don't think he timed anyone out or anything so yeah look at that uh christopher keating for four months says the whole point of feminism in sports was to allow women to compete separately because they would lose in a co-ed competition true look it wasn't the greatest example okay I'll, I'll <laughs> gotta work on that like, one i get it all right you guys win but my whole point is that like it's a man's world still for the most degree most part and in 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 a lot of ways um the world is catering to men mostly and it's changing there's some examples there's some pushback but it's still a man's world that's my point okay 
Um, I don't know if I agree. I don't think it is a man's world anymore, but. Mm. Damn. Well, I mean, all the stats still show it. Like men make more than women and et cetera. Yeah, but I, I think know a we lot could of, argue well, that. If, if, you, if you control for, uh, I, I believe if you control for having children, for women that don't have children, I think they either, if I recall correctly, either get the same or more on average than men do. Maybe, I mean, look, children is a huge burden that women definitely shoulder that right. men play a very small role in. I'm sure many people would disagree, but I mean, like w the onus is on women. There's millions of women that aren't in the workforce right now just because they have no other choice but to stay home. When are we yeah, but, I, mean, I think that's something that's never going to go away. I think women are for all of human history will continue to be like the primary care caretaker of children. Going Could forward. be. Yeah. So. When are we going to talk about the earnings gap in stripping? <laughs> True. I think there's like a giant earnings gap there that might even things out totally. Okay. Uh, Val Van Gogh for $20 says, when Galileo reported moon mountains, he upset popular belief that planetary bodies are perfect spheres. Experts refused to look into his telescope. Reality hardly ever conforms to human conceptions of idealistic uniformity. Damn. True. And, and deep thinkers, huh? Changes changes often happen because people die, not because people change their minds. <laughs> people die mm -hmm. and new people are born that don't have those old beliefs. So, uh, Solidoge for two dollars says uh, he thinks you, I or I, would fall apart mentally if you read a Thomas Sowell book. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I've so. read a Thomas Sowell book, but I challenge accepted. All right, go. I'll go mad after go. I read it. Uh, TJ for $10 says, this reminds me of Adam's series with his longtime friend Ian. I'd love to hear a follow-up. It was Isaac, but yeah, yeah. no, I. the failure of that series kind of made me want to do something like this on the Tuesday stream. So, but I, um, I mean, if Mr. Important will come back again, obviously we could make this like an ongoing thing. Maybe we can red pill him. Maybe we can For win, those him, know, win what, him over give, to give the, the center view. Give like the, the one sentence description of what you're talking about. Well, we, okay. So Isaac was a friend of mine and he messaged me one day and he said, listen, Adam, I want you, I think you're like a right wing crazy person now. And I want you to red pill me. And I kept telling him, look, no, I'm a centrist. And we have a different understanding of red pill. Cause you know, red pill originally from the matrix meant that you got out of the matrix. It didn't mean that you got out of one matrix and went right back into another <laughs> matrix. So the, the, I don't buy the red pill conservative uh, framing that you know you get you wake up from progressives being morons into like conservatives are gods like that's just for me there's a a progressive um ideology belief system there's a conservative ideology belief system and neither one of them is the whole picture of the world in order to get the whole picture of the world you have to be an enlightened centrist that's the that's the only <laughs> way out so when we talk about red pilling, we more talk about just leaving these ideological matrices and you know trying to look at each ind individual issue and try and find the truth. What is really going on here, regardless of political party? So that's that's Damn. the that's the pitch. But I do think, I mean, I think Mr. Important is like three quarters of the way there already. So this is like Isaac was. There was no way it was going to work with Isaac. Isaac. First of all, I found out that Isaac 
his whole goal was really just to blue pill me. Like he wasn't really <laughs> going, he wasn't going into this open-mindedly. He was like, I need to save my friend. <laughs> it's just, it's so weird. Of course. But yes, wow. he ended up. Did it he, break up your friendship or are you guys still friends? We're still friends. He has not come okay. back on the show. The last show, he basically called me a Nazi and Damn. it was super uncomfortable. I lost my shit because I'm used to people calling us Nazis who are not like a friend I've had for 30 mm. years. Like I grew up with this guy. So that yeah. was particularly heartbreaking. Like I pretty much broke down in the stream and uh, he left and we ended up, I ended up like blocking him on everything. I was like, you know, this just, we need to chill. And if you want to talk to me, call me. We ended up call, talking to each other on the phone. Like we're fine now, but it's cool. still, yeah. I'm not going to lose a friendship over it. Mm -hmm. Last question. How long did that go on for? Like, was it multi-weeks? Yeah, we. I think there was maybe 10 streams. We did it like every Sunday cool. or every Saturday or something like that. Yeah. That's a hell of an effort. Yeah. So if Damn. if you come back, if you're like do 10 guest spots and <laughs> and by after 10 guest spots you call me a Nazi. Like I but I don't really even know. Well, no, this... you're the problem, not me. Well, yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> this is well, it first of all, it wouldn't hurt at all because like we're just wow. casually casually friends here. I mean, right. we're we're both I understand how it works. We're Wonderful. both trying to persuade each other. Um, sure, sure. The, anyway. but I mean, it is, I don't, uh, what would be the, what are the goalposts here? Like what would, what would, uh, Mr. Important have to say for us to say, we got him. But got him what? What do you mean got him? Like Take how do you, out of my, how, yeah, progressive my dream, my, an enlightened centrist. Yeah. Woke me up, man. I'm he would in say the, I'm in the days here. That's what he would say. Well, he's, I, mm. like I, like I said, most, most people on the left are not, like they can't even articulate any right wing arguments. Already, True. he can articulate right wing uh, arguments. Some of them. He did for Rittenhouse perfectly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, well, I think I he turned a lot of the chat off by calling conservatives ignorant. That's probably what got everyone triggered. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, half the fun for me is pissing off conservatives. But I, um, I, I watch a lot of right wing content. I consume a lot of news on the right because I want to mm -hmm. understand why people feel differently than me. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Uh, Adam Airy for $10 says, I agree with I'm really important on TYT. I think they contributed to setting the stage for moronic populism that became prevalent in the Trump era and morphed into QAnon. They were populists. Yes, definitely. And I do think there are some similarities. Like they bash the mainstream media, and I yep. think that sows doubt in the news, no different than Donald Trump and his fake news, though. Hmm. The legacy uh, media. Evan Sampson, Samus for $20. Thank you, Evan. Says, I'm behind, but Heights research shows that conservatives have a better understanding of liberals and vice versa. Yes, we talked about Conservatives that. love you. this study. I, of course I can't understand why of they would. They <laughs> uh, Tidge for nine months says, I think I already know the answer, but please, please ask IRI about his take on Kyle Rittenhouse. S class is the best class. We well, already did. And yeah. You shall receive, yes. And what, uh, what was that? S class? What is it? S class is they're basically like the they're the oppressors of the show. We're we're a show about enlightened centrist and and moving away from tribalism. 
Right. So we've in order created to do that, two tribes. We've created <laughs> two very strong political factions in our audience. There's the X class, who are the superior alpha chads, who are my supporters. And then there's the degenerate A team who support Adam. So. Ooh. S class S class <laughs> sucks. Why are you calling us degenerates? Yeah. Uh, I the A team would call you guys the degenerates. You're the ones. S class is the ones that want their girlfriends to have OnlyFans accounts. That is not true. Last time I last time First I of all, you're the one that like literally every story that you've ever told about your youth, you're literally motivated by sex. That was like your only motivation for most of your life was to get laid. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Degenerates. Degenerate wow. Adam. It is it is odd. Because I there would say there's more conservatives in a team than there are in S class. Right. Is right. there equal distribution between the two factions? Like, is the chat split? No. Or are there more in one team? A team the is the is. underdog. We're like forty percent. I think it's pretty close. Mm. It's like forty sixty. Yeah, Sitch's maybe. Sitch's name came first in the. We should have done it alphabetically or in alphabetical <laughs> order, but we did it, and Sitch had a bigger channel than mine. So. Uh, what is the PS? PSA stand for out of curiosity. Uh, perfect situational awareness. Ooh. Which is a joke from an Archer episode from like a million years ago. Got it. See, it's uh, and it's like this is his name is perfect situational awareness situation. <laughs> <laughs> What's what do you, you see anything wrong about that? It's it's a mouthful. I'll give him that. It's kind of That's why no one says it. They just say sitch. Right. If I listen, if I could go back in time, okay, <laughs> my channel would just been called Sitch. I would have lost. The, I would have dropped the PSA. Yeah, totally. So it was because obviously, like my original videos, like from a million years ago, you know, I was play on like you know public service announcements. So they'd be like PSA one, you know, and talk about whatever dumb shit. Wow. I about, so I didn't know that. The yeah, you could do it. I mean, I I've changed my channel name. You just got to change it a little at a time. You make it like SA Sitch, and then A Sitch. <laughs> Essay is not a good one. Essay. Yeah. is a bad sexual one. Sexual assault sitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sexual assault or sitch. Oh, sexual assault sitch. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's probably not. Just take the A off. P. P. S. Sitch. Yes. P. S. Ooh, that might be good. Yeah. That's lame. And then P. Sitch. There you go. Rebrand the TDS sitch. Thank you, Gar. You could probably just get rid of the sitch. The P you could just probably change it to sitch, and no one would be too distressed about that. Mostly. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think most people ignore it anyway, but uh Cameraman 502 for five dollars says, is IRI okay with Rome, Idaho banning drag queen story hour or banning a drag queen shows for children? Excellent question. Uh, yes. Yes. It's like that's my whole argument is is it's not happening in your neighborhood. So ban it all you want. Like the there people who want it to oh, happen nice. are doing it. So then yeah, why not just care. ban CRT in public schools? It's not happening anyway. Well, I, again, they have a right to if they want, but I think they're just like misinformed. It's like they don't even know what they're talking about. Okay. Nice. Uh, Hostman Socrates for $5 says, ask IRI about Lyndon Johnson saying, it's, it's, oh my God, it's like one of the quotes everyone loves. Quote, I'll have the N-words voting for us for 100 years. What? Oh my God. Lyndon Johnson was a Democrat. I'm switching to Republican tomorrow. Go. That would actually, that validates your theory that the civil rights was done entirely for cynical reasons. So Yeah, true. You just backed that. my point. Yeah. Thank you. 
Uh, General Grendel Vivat for $5 says, would Mr. Important please explain how a racist system would allow for the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment in addition to the Civil Rights Act of 1964? Well, again, I, I say that it's I don't have the facts in front of me, but I, I just think nobody's given anything unless it benefits the people on top. Like we are just not an altruistic species. We, we are very, very selfish. And unless there's a way that may improves our lives one way or another, we're not doing it. Well, I, I think what benefits the people on top is the being on top, like the status boost of being a senator or congressman. So they're, they just want to give the electorate whatever they want. And if the electorate, you know, is a bunch of racists that want Jim Crow laws, they're like, that's what you get. Yeah, but um, there's always, yeah, okay, I, I guess, sure. I just think that it's, there's more factors, I guess, than just, you know, appealing to the small race group of racists. Uh, Twitter sucks for $20 says, please ask him if he believes in the party switch and ask him if he does believe it, it, it to be real to explain how Reagan was a Democrat. Man, I've been reading a lot about the bank, the bank formation and that party split just is Switching. real as can be. Yeah. The party switch. Yeah. No, that's a fan. You know, you didn't, you watch, what was it? Oh, I always forget the guy's name. What's the guy who did the gang stalking Hillary video? The party switch is real. I don't know where you guys are at on the party switch, but it is 100% real. No, who's, who's the guy that got arrested for the campaign contributions? The Indian guy? I can't remember. I don't you know. Oh, Dine the... no, Dinesh D'Souza? Thank oh, you. Oh, Dinesh D'Souza, yeah. He made a whole video that a lot of people, uh, I would say rather a gaslighting, lying video because... About how the party switch was fake. So I don't well, know what he, that is. Party switch. I've he never hasn't heard that. read any history. Then, like, it's just it's so obvious that oh, the Democrats so, were the party of racism. Yeah, you know how like oh, back in the about day the in the South, KKK yeah, thing. Yeah, mm. the Democrats were like the pro segregationist. Yeah, there's like the Southern Dixiecrats, like yes. Southern Democrats who are holding up uh, civil rights and stuff like that. Yeah, I yeah. think I think people just. Parties evolve. Like I guarantee, the Republican Party is going to go through some serious changes when they lose in twenty twenty four, and realize that this is now four elections in a row we've lost because of MAGA. We need to change course here. Or we're gonna we're gonna be out of power for twenty years. So I, I just think parties change, and as they appeal to different people, as Adam said. So mm -hmm. I think the Democrats are going to be out of power for forty years. I think complete the complete Damn. opposite. I think people are going to start voting Republican in massive numbers. Yeah, seriously. I think the I think all the gender stuff is the line too far. I think we're going to start seeing a lot of detransitioners, and it's the Republican Party is going to paint it as a horror show. You know, basically Democrats mutilating kids. I think the birthing person type stuff is just i think the democrats have way stepped in it with the with the social issues and yeah but but look okay i i can grant you some of that stuff but like look at defund the police we quickly shifted gears on that one no if you're gonna not we tapped that done. down i think the damage was done yeah the damage we, was done and i i yeah. they haven't shifted gears on the on the trans stuff and there's no i what how are when are they going to shift gears on the trans stuff well, I think they will. Like the southern border, for example, Biden's gotten much harsher, even more conservative than Trump in some ways on the southern, dealing with the southern border. So I think Democrats are pretty wily. Like if they smell a problem a year and a half away, they're going to start making some changes. Um, 
I, I'm, I'm skeptical. I think Trump is literally the only thing keeping the Democrat Party afloat right now. Wow. Okay. I could see that argument before Roe v. Wade was overturned. I think abortion well, is fair. such that, a big issue. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair That's point. a good point, gonna, yeah. That's gonna draw, and I said at the time. I think I that's going to yeah. – abortion alone as a state's issue is going to set back the GOP like 50% on its own for the next like 12, 14 years. Yeah. Like it's, it's not going to go well for the GOP at all. And you know, I, speaking I of DeSantis, he wants to introduce a six-week ban on abortion, and he'll probably pass it. Wow. Ooh, yeah, it's not going to help him. But yeah, yeah. No, I think the abortion is sort of the hanger-on of the right that's going to kind of prevent them from taking over things. Wow. If yep. they just let abortion go, they could they could destroy Democrats. How bizarre. They won't let it go, yeah. They will not. Well, and I don't know. Did they ever, does the Supreme Court ever say that they're going to do the gay marriage case or not? Or is that still up in the air? They haven't taken that on, no, but they could. They do. That's going to be another fucking landmine. <laughs> Did you guys see Ted Nugent at the Trump rally when he said, uh, yeah. some homosexual weirdo, I want my money back from Ukraine? He was like, some leader's a homosexual weirdo. And the crowd was like, yeah. So I think the Republican Party's going yeah. down a bad road. We'll see. But you we'll could see. be right, Adam. Look, I don't know, man. Like, maybe it catches on in the culture war. I just think. No, I just I, it's two in the horrible mix. choices now. <laughs> this is so well, demoralizing. It, it, it's interesting. I think it really depends on is the Republican Party going to be able to if there's a bunch of like trans regressive that comes out and the Democrats never course correct and they see, still keep going down like the woke path of you know oblivion. You know, will the Republicans be able to position themselves as like the moderate party or will they end up being taken over by like the Michael Knowles's of the, you know, we must eradicate transgenderism from public life, you know, section of the party. And I think that's really oh. going to dictate the direction things go. If we they go down, the Mike, if they go down the Michael Knowles path, the 40 years of control is just completely off the table. Yes. That's yeah. definitely where they're going though, because there's no moderate alternative. There's nobody who's a moderate. Yeah. That's the problem. That. We'll see. Americans we'll see. are moderates. They want, they don't want, these extreme, yes. yeah, it's very You're sad. You're 100% right, Adam. This is why the GOP lost last year when they should have had a tidal wave because of the extremism, and that's not going anywhere, in my opinion, in 2024. Well, you may be right. You may be right, which is a little demoralizing, but. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it is what it is. We'll see what um, happens. Someone said Chank Fair is enough. losing his mind on Twitter right now about the shooting. I don't know what exactly he's saying about it. I'll but... check it out. Read some super chats. If I'm not blocked, um, I mean, after <laughs> that lasts. After the picture you sent him? We, we posted that crazy picture and tagged Jank in it on the, on the Sunday. I'm sure he's a good sport. <laughs> I see. Hopefully. I'm blocked. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, ben Hobbs for $10 says, communication breakdown. IRI keeps switching between systemic racism and individual racism in his head, but he's using the word racism for both. Capitalism would only affect systemic racism, not individual racism. Yeah, I, I think individual racism is very rare. Um, a lot of people disagree with me on that, even in my chat. I'm also a privileged white guy, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe I just don't see it, but I just I just think people are better than that, and so I'm more right. focused on systems. What do you what do you but, when you say systemic racism? How you what do you mean by that? I see it as like the wealth gap between white and black. I see it as um, redlining and the you know HOAs and well, just kind I, of. I guess what I'm asking like is that. like, are you looking at it just like a disparate outcome means systemic racism, outcome. or there has to be okay? So it's just the outcome. It's the outcome. Yeah, I'm not worried about equal opportunity. I'm more well, concerned I mean, like, about the outcome. 
So if you, there's something that has no intentional in, intention behind it, but still relates, so creates an, an unequal outcome, that would be systemic racism. In my, yeah. And yeah. Different, okay, gotcha. So like the NBA, systemically racist institution, right? <laughs> Towards white people or what? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Towards white basketball. Uh, I guess you could make that argument. Should, um, I, it should be like, sure. I mean, whites, it should be predominantly right, white because whites are like 60% of the population, right? Well, I you could argue that aren't the majority of owners white? I believe so, yeah. Oh, and it's, they're the ones who are really making the money. Of course. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. So uh, Jank, uh, Jank yeah. says, so whenever a Muslim or a transgender person does a shooting, it's because they're Muslim or transgender. But when straight Christian males do it, about 98% of mass shootings, it's not their identity that's the problem. How can people not see how uh, insanely irrational that is? Well, I, I would say because when, the, when they are a Christian straight christian males they are they are blamed their identity it's called white supremacy and stuff right i mean they do make it an identity thing immediately um yeah i think a lot of people do a lot of people make an identity thing sure yeah yeah i think that this shooter story is very interesting not to sidetrack but i think you guys could have quite the conversation on it i mean it, this is like I could see people freaking out. The trans are, it's no longer, they're just weird. And now they're coming to kill yeah. our children in the church. You know, I think this right, could set right. off some people for sure. Well, we're, it could, it could, I mean, yeah. I'm, I want to be careful and know what the facts are. And right now, I mean, I don't, I've been watching local news reports and they keep saying that it was a transgender woman, which it appears to be a trans man and a biological yeah. female. So it's I don't, weird that they I, keep not yeah. getting that right. I've seen that on local news. They keep saying it's a it's a trans woman. The police chief said that in front yes. of the press. Yes, I guess I guess that's why they're repeating it because he said it. Well, he, well, he it doesn't. Later. He doesn't yeah, know what still. it is then, <laughs> right? Because you think he doesn't. Yeah, because you think from a woke narrative, like they would want, they'd prefer to say a trans man than a woman. But so it's a pretty it's interesting, interesting moment. But yeah, I don't know. You know, there's speculation I've seen. You know that. The, and they went to that school and maybe there's some speculation that their family didn't accept them or something but I, I don't like to go deep into that stuff until you know more facts come out fair enough we will definitely be oh, talking about it sure. though obviously yeah yeah, yeah. uh stuck stuck for two dollars says one day iri will encounter a fact well that's not fair, <laughs> i'll hurt it'll hurt my feelings man there you go uh <laughs> hostman socrates for five dollars says Anti-racist, the book Anti-Racist Baby by Ibram X. Kendi, Argument Destroyed. There you go. Didn't you Haven't read, read Anti-Racist Baby? Haven't read it. Not at the top of my list. Should I? Yeah, it's a kid's book, a CRT kid's book. So. All right. Uh, Andrew Clark for $2 says, uh, IRI sounds like quackademic agent. Wow, that's not fair. Yeah, that's definitely not fair. <laughs> Take that's not good. That's all right. Uh, well, a, he's a like YouTuber. a... Name academic agent who has some problems with us in the past. He's kind of like a, you know, he believes in the JQ and all that stuff. So, ah, interesting. I assume you don't subscribe to the JQ. I do not subscribe to the JQ. No. Okay. Okay. Neither does uh, Tree of Logic. She actually debated a JQ guy. I true. I thought she nice. destroyed him. So, we're nice. She loves the Jews. Nice. There you go. 
Uh, Philip Coggins for $10 says, family from Minnesota, parents grew up during the 60s. Whites and blacks are just as racist towards each other back then. The only difference is that it was more of a European covert style. 60s was more overt. Interesting. Yeah, I lived in the South and it did seem, I mean, there was overt racism. But, I, you know, I, di I didn't see it in most people. There were just a few people that were just, you know, openly racist. So... Uh, I, Stug for five dollars says the mob that chased Emmett Till didn't hate black people. It was just the system that made them do it. They actually really liked them. Well, that's that's a pretty <laughs> good Jesus, about that. That's a pretty Jesus. good super chat. I'll let you respond. Well, I just I think you know, it's just the way things were, man. I you know what I mean. Like I don't think we can judge people in the past to today's standards. So I I'll say like. A hundred years from now, people will look at us in our factory farming and be like, how could you treat animals like that? Right. You guys are monsters. And so I think looking back on some things like that, it's we have to be careful. And that's not even a popular position for me to take on the left. But no, it's 100 percent it. not. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, no. I, listen, I agree with what you just said there completely. I just wouldn't use the language like I mean, I do think people were racist back then. But I agree yes. there's a difference between that, accepting that. And also, you know, you have to understand that if people are kind of you know, inculcated in the system of racism, it's obviously more difficult for them to like morally break out of it. Yeah. Like what a lot of people would be harmed themselves if they broke out of it, you know? Sure. Sure. That doesn't justify it, rationalize it. I'm just, of course, just the way it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hostman Socrates for another $5 says uncle Tom is a misnomer. He was a Christ-like figure in the book. Interesting. I've never read the book, so I don't know. Uh, Frodo Laggins for $5 says that just this chat is extremely bad faith or extremely dumb. There you go. <laughs> Look at that. He, Someone going out our chat. Is he one of your fans? Destroyed. Frodo Laggins. Thank you. For the um, that's one of my mods. No, I don't know. I never heard the name before. <laughs> it's a funny name though. <laughs> uh, Frodo Laggins for five, 10, $15. Thank you, Frodo. Frodo Loggins. Sorry. Uh, he said three times for $5. Liberals move society forward. Conservatives work blue-collar jobs and shovel cow manure. Interesting. <laughs> See, I don't think you're going to make many friends in the chat, Frodo. But, but thank you for the $20. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, ben I mean, it's Hobbs just somebody sewing out, you know what I mean? Like, I'd laugh yeah. at that person, too. Yeah. Uh, ben Hobbs for $5 says, According to IRI, Joseph McCarthy did more for civil rights than Martin Luther King. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I think it's some sort of. I don't even know. I don't even get it. What am I, what am I missing? I don't know. Because uh, because if you're saying that the reason that we adopted civil rights was to fight communism, you know, Joseph McCarthy oh. famous for Red Scare tactics, though. So. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I just look. I just. I think. Um. I said what I said earlier. I don't have much more to back it up. Mm -hmm. uh, John A for ten dollars says, "How about the Kyle Rittenhouse situation?" Ask IMR. Well, we did. Asking you to receive. Um, Fondue for two says, "Is this the guy that said crime doesn't happen?" I don't. Did you say crime doesn't happen? He said that he could live in the hood and people would get to know him, and he wouldn't have any problems. Mm. Thank you for saying that second part. People would get to know me because everybody reacted to that clip as if I'm just going to move to the hood right now. <laughs> Howdy doody, neighbor, and not get my ass kicked. Like, I'm talking about having a reason Look at this, to be there. A realist. 
Well, it's just like I, that's of course that's not what I was saying. I was saying like you he's could got live there if you become. He's got milk and cookies. Yeah. He goes to the neighbor. They open the door. Bam! Punch him right in the face. Well, you you have to have a reason to be there. I mean, and right. then the other funny thing is, like, people would comment, I want to see you walk around South Central at midnight. Why would I be walking around South Central at midnight? Like, it's just extreme scenarios, you know? But I yeah. genuinely believe you can be part of community anywhere. To Like, the biggest slum in, in Brazil you could move to if you had a reason to be there and not just on a poverty tour. What's wrong with mm -hmm. a poverty tour? <laughs> well, I think it's it's like, you know, I, I, filming the homeless guy in your neighborhood. Hey, man, <laughs> so what, how'd you end up here, dude? I'm going to put this on TikTok. I, just, I discovered the poverty tour videos on YouTube, and they are massively viewed. Massively wow. viewed, yeah. I wanted to do that because we, we have a studio in downtown Los Angeles, and there's plenty of room to poverty tour around. Like, it was crazy during the pandemic. This one building next to our our uh, studio was just basically like, usually they come out every couple of months and spray paint over all of the graffiti. So it goes back to gray every two months. But the graffiti just started building up for like a year and then a year and a half. And it was like, it was really escape from New York down there. I was like, I should Damn. drive around and film this shit. Yeah. Wow. That's why I was kind of, when Tree of Logic was talking about it, I was like, I mean, our studio's kind of in the hood. When mm -hmm. when um Destiny cuz Destiny and Vosh did a debate in our studio and Destiny oh, had cool. parked on the street and I was like <laughs> you can't pay <laughs> $6 for parking? Like why would you park on the street in this neighborhood? And he just yeah. thank God he was leaving going to his car when I said this because I didn't know he had parked I thought he parked in the parking lot. But I guess everything worked out fine. So, I mean, there's he like lived. a homeless encampment right down the street. So, I mean, I feel like the homeless, you know, like most people don't want to mess with people, you know, like, yeah, crime of opportunity, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, every time I'm around homeless people, it seems like all they want to do is mess with me. Yeah, they really do. Damn. Yeah. They're all about getting up in your shit and like calling you really? racist. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I think that's there's some you're giving off some weird vibes or something because I don't know the homeless people in my neighborhood don't. don't I mean, I did tell I do I do say stay the fuck away from me. So maybe that's, <laughs> okay. That'll that might. No, have something I'm to not do giving it. off yeah. weird vibes. I'm not. Look, <laughs> stay that's the all fuck away around, from and that's he's got all a gun in your head. Yeah, gun in one hand, and he's got like think money falling out of his pockets in the other, you know, side. So what if you gave him a few bucks once in a while? They'd be looking out for you. Think about that. <laughs> Look, uh, not... you give a mouse a cookie. I know that's what I was going to say. Have you ever fed a stray cat? You know what happens? That's your yeah. cat. That you just... just saying they're part. They're part of your community. Might as well make the best of it. There you go. Okay. Well, I do have a bad habit of feeding stray cats, but I try to keep it to a minimum. <laughs> it's it, Adam is like, listen, if the homeless were cuter, maybe. I'd feed them. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's not untrue. Yeah, exactly. Where's all the hot homeless people? That's what I wants to know. Oh my goodness. I wish uh, I mean I don't I what when did we just empty out the I mean I don't understand why we don't deal with it as a society. I really don't. I mean just we are. so obviously so many Thank of them are just thank mentally Ronald Reagan Ill. for that. I know. What why did Ronald Reagan decide to empty out the mental in the mental what? institutions 
personal yeah. liberty, man. They have a right to be out there on that street in a tent. He didn't want, no, want, no. want to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right. it's very sad. Uh, Javier Portillo Fernandez for $10 says, uh, I'm sure this guy, you, didn't mm-hmm. find it funny that people were calling Trump a bunker baby after attacking the White House and multiple Secret Service agents on May 29th. I don't know why that was hilarious when he went got down in the bunker because there was a protest. I assume that's what they're talking about. What, that's when he walked out with the Bible. Right. I think they're trying to say that you're a hypocrite for finding that funny, but not finding January 6th funny. I'm assuming that's what they're trying to say. Uh, I, I don't even know what they're trying to say, but Trump hiding in the bunker because of American protesters outside is hilarious. So mm-hmm. I don't know. If they had broken into the White House, I assume he would have felt different. I would have. I would never laugh at that, of course. Right. But he, I believe he went down there out of fear of the protesters, and they didn't break through anything. They were just kind mm. of milling about. Mm. What were they protesting? I don't really remember that. I think it was George Floyd stuff. I don't remember. Okay. Um. PC for fifty dollars. Thank you, PC. Says I used a little too much free will tonight at dinner, and now my head is pounding from all my enlightened centrist drinking choices. I saw that. Liquid. Looking forward to watching this after recovering. Well, first of all, thank you, PC. You get fifty free units of free will to make up for that deficiency that you used all night long, baby. Yes. Uh, Asa Yar for eight months of discipline equals freedom. Thank you. Says Chank and TYT are bad for American politics. TYT created the careers of David Rubin, Jimmy Dore, Hassan, and Michael Tracy. They spawned conspiracy theory wielding nuts who sell out Americans for clicks and views. That is so fun. Like that, almost yeah, every yeah. bad fucking political, uh, almost every terrible political commentator has spawned from TYT. What the fuck is happening here? Yeah, we should frame that super chat. That is so true. <laughs> that super chat should be. Oh my god. I didn't realize Michael Tracy came out of TYT too. Yeah. Interesting. I got to watch his conversation with Dylan. I keep forgetting. I'm, uh, sure, we, gets... I'm sure we probably have very similar takes on Ukraine. Uh, I would imagine. Yeah. Mr. Important. Here? The three of us? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I fully support it. I think we're kicking Russia's ass on the cheap. So I'm all for it. Based. Uh, Mr. Gizzer, one for $20 says. Who he's not very happy with you. Oh, here we go. Good. Is you know literally nothing about what the right thinks and are entirely ignorant of the basis for their arguments and facts that cut against your programming. Get off Reddit. There's a whole big world out there. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm not on Reddit except for NSFW subreddit, so I'm not really sure I'm going to take them up on that one. I enjoy them. And it's I mean, it's fun. not that bad. I and mean, which ones are you on specifically? I'll DM you that later. Okay. <laughs> Look, we talked to Lance, and Lance, this like he's a, a billion times better than Lance. I mean, you guys are just not. Yeah. Because he that's disagrees true. with you on that's one true. thing doesn't mean he's completely lost. Yeah. Wait, me? Yeah, you. Yeah. Me versus Lance? Lance from the Surfs? Yeah, Lance yeah. from the Surfs. Lance is terrible. Him and I are friendly. He gets a lot of grief, but yeah, he's pretty he far left. It, Get him to come back yeah. on our show. He's been on <laughs> he's been on twice and I reached out to him to come back on. But he's he's uh dogging us, so Damn. He's he's a big star now on yeah. uh on, on Twitter. TYT? Nah, he gets. I see him on Twitter blowing up, like, like people quote tweeting him. But supposedly Tim Pool is going to have him on soon. To, Did mean, he agree? I thought he didn't. I don't agree know. To that. 
Oh, I don't know. I I I saw Tim offered, and then people were like, "Oh my God, don't Lance, you're too stupid to talk to Tim." I I thought I saw Lance say he wasn't going to do it. I heard that I, he was gonna that Lauren Southern was gonna go on secretly mm-hmm. when Lance went on to uh, Oh my God, pool, and they were gonna yeah. ambush him. <laughs> I were gonna I, do I the, like Lance. Ugh. He's so I, bad I just, on Twitter. He's so he gets bad. a lot of grief. He but, lies. You know. He lies on Twitter. Like every, it's you know, we were watching the thing with like Anna's complaining about Shank just hyperbolizing everything, like anti right. Mm-hmm. But that's Lance's entire Twitter like persona. Well, him and I didn't talk for like two years because I criticized Hassan at the beginning of the pandemic for getting a haircut by his friend and in front of sixteen thousand people when we're all supposed to be staying home. And he was like, "Why are you punching to the left, man?" And I was like, "Jesus, <laughs> really." Bro. Yeah, I didn't talk That's to him hilarious. for like two years after that, but That's we so were funny. friendly now. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man. That's uh, the infl- that's the kind of purity spiral I just can't agree with. There you go. Uh the inflatable man for five dollars says, What punishment do billionaires deserve? Hashtag eat the rich. Death. I honestly think billionaires should go straight to prison. I just think we don't reward <laughs> greed in any other facet of society. Like you cannot have 37 cats, right? Like I just think it's a big problem. What's wrong Genuinely, I think it's a big, cats. big problem. I think greed is a problem about, about that we haven't dealt with. And I think we should. Isn't he super wealthy? Who? Mitt Romney. I don't know if he was a billionaire, but he was like super wealthy. This is, we got to do a stream on... on economics and socialism and all this stuff because i mean that's like a whole different side quest but mm-hmm. yeah sure. i mean i have a million responses but we should just go on with the super chat. right okay okay um just be 1005 for 20 dollars. thank you so much says i can't remember if you said you don't want to do something like this but have you considered doing a poll asking if people are a team or s class and then if they are liberal or conservative i think it'd be interesting to see the breakdown I mean, we can we, do it right now. I think we have about five. We have 800 people, 825 people watching. Thank you for showing up. I'll do it right now. Yeah. Sure. There you go. Look, this last poll, why haven't you clicked the like button? We have 28% said, I did. This stream is great. We have 18% that said, I clicked the dislike. Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, we have um, 18% said, I haven't yet, but I might tomorrow. Well, thanks when you come back. <laughs> Uh, please mm-hmm. click the like button. And we have 36% that said, I'm uh, a lazy sop already because I had a typo. But, um, okay. Win, win for laziness. Actually, yes. <laughs> wait, hold on. Laziness won, 35%. Laziness won. Okay. As it should. Uh, Lucifer, the man for 22 Canadian. Thank you, Lucifer. It says, the Yankees need four parties minimum. There you go. Oh yeah. Uh, Zokai for five dollars says I disagree. <laughs> I disagree that Biden is doing well on the border. I am Mexican and I live on the border, and people in my area knew he would be lax on the border. Well, the the stats disagree with you, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you can Google Biden's new policies at the border. They're harsher than what Trump did in some mm-hmm. ways, and it's the numbers have plummeted by like in some from some countries by like 96 percent because you, you just can't show up anymore you get turned away immediately what is the because i haven't been fo- i don't follow any of the border stuff what is the policy mm-hmm. stuff that you're talking so like one policy is you have to apply via smartphone on an app and show your financial sponsor has to um show that they'll they'll uh, take care of you for like two years 
that's for people from like Venezuela. And, and uh, we also uh, restarted diplomatic relationship with some countries. So we're able to send people back immediately. You also have to show proof that you claimed asylum in another country on the way to the US. So there's a couple of these new rules that have like brought the numbers down by about like 50% or so. Okay, interesting. Uh, I don't know about Yankee politics, Lucifer, enough to know about what parties exist to comment on your, on your comment. Uh, Asme for 15MYR says, uh, chat, I bet that I'm really important would find it funny what AOC did on January 6th. This isn't sarcasm either. Everybody would find it funny, even him. Are you talking about people criticizing her for panicking that her life was at risk or something while she was in another building? Is that yes. what they're talking about? I find that funny. I mean, I, I don't find it funny. I think she genuinely thought that they were coming over there, too. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know. I thought like, be, didn't she I have an incident where, like, some officer banged on the door and she got real scared because they yes. didn't identify themselves or something? So this is very contentious. But I remember we mm. did a stream where we kind of looked through all of her interviews on the subject matter, where she was talking about the events on January 6th. And if I recall correctly, essentially what happened was she said that all the house representatives were told to follow the police to go to like the safe area. Um, and, you know, we've seen the video of like, you know, the, all the reps and all the people like leaving, you know, with the gas mask on and everything. And supposedly, if I recall correctly, uh, she sort of implied or directly said that she didn't do that because she thought the police were going to side with the protesters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was going to be like a trap. So she instead decided to hide in her office like a moron. And then when the police were doing the head count to make sure that no one got left behind, they're like, where the fuck is AOC? And that's why the guy was banging on the door. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Gotcha. Well, I, you know, she's kind of a unique case. She probably gets death threats on a daily basis. So, and mm. maybe she had some reason to believe the cops weren't on her side. I don't know. I no. think she's just highly neurotic. <laughs> she's one of the most famous members of congress constantly a, ta a target of uh -huh. the right including in their literature and ads and so i wouldn't blame her for being a little nervous uh, uh -huh. who knows I have you she's... seen our aoc emoji in the chat no it's, very, take it's very progressive <laughs> blonde aoc is it triggered that one no 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 it's blonde he just has a Adam made a blonde AOC. I don't even remember why. No, someone else made it. I just oh, okay. I just put it in the emojis. Adam is in love with AOC. So, well, I mean, I, hot. Just, I think she's hot. Just, yeah. There you go. Uh, Mystery guest zero one for twenty dollars says my point. Thank you. It's twenty dollars. Says my point is not that that IRI is a monster. Well, thank you. It's just that he's the most milk toast Reddit programming I've ever seen. <laughs> Neither hot nor cold. He's only offensive because of how boring his NPC takes are. Wow. They, wait a second here. Yeah. That, that racism conversation about the South, I didn't. How is that lukewarm? Yeah. He, that was like, that was crazy shit. <laughs> what See, but you, you can't win. Last time you're on here, you got in trouble for being too hyperbolic, and now you're in trouble for being too milk toast. Yeah, I I think I'm very entertaining. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. I have room to grow, but uh, I think I have people have fun getting upset at what I say, and they know it. Right. Fair enough. Libertarian Sasquatch for five dollars says Tim Pool is right wing Lance. Oof. 
That's um, I, Tim Pool is way smarter than Lance. That's not even close to fair. Yeah, I'm not a big Tim Pool fan, but he he does seem to be smarter than. He he called a 49 state landslide in 2020 <laughs> for true. Trump. I mean, I don't know which one of those states he didn't believe in. I'm that's hoping true. it's Hawaii, but I don't know. Like, did that's he really pretty believe weird. that though, or was he just kind he of it. catering to the audience? Is he just grifting? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, He's a grifter. I, don't I know. mean, look, you look, you can you just because you grift once in a while doesn't make you a grifter. <laughs> Look. Okay, look at this guy. This is because I murder someone once in a while. Well, okay, well, murder makes you a murderer. But, like, right. well, it's not even grifting. It's just so ill-informed, like, you know what I mean? What it ain't mean? Reagan he up looked, there. Listen, he drove mm -hmm. around. He saw signs that said Trump. <laughs> I know. Okay. True. He was informed. Look, he did the legwork. I <laughs> had somebody make that argument to me, too, that they've seen a lot of signs for Trump, so they think he's going to win. I mean, people really do assume that. It's wild. Yeah. Uh, the most dope for $2 says people change political positions all the time. The question is how much of that is is down to changing moral intuitions. Quote, I used to be an edgy Nazi, but now I'm a communist, etc. To me, it's how much more malleable it might be. That's true. That's true. I think that is why you get a lot of these like, I used to be an edgy Nazi, and now I'm an edgy communist. Because <laughs> it's like, well, did they really change? I don't think they changed that much. Yeah, a lot of these leftists love just to bully people, so I wouldn't right. be surprised at that change. We might have to do just an A-Team S-Class poll because A-Team is just, like, kicking ass right now. I just, I might, A-Team might be more than S-Class watching the show right go. now. There you go. A it's up to A-Team is... 55 to 46. Yeah. Good job. Just like, it's just like the elections. <laughs> They're always, like... 5149. Uh, Jane the Angry Penguin for $5. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed one. Asked me for 15 MYR. Says, Sitch, you didn't tell him about AOC's shoe situation. That was a gut buster. You, I'm assuming you know about the shoe situation, right? Where she shoe stole situation? the shoes. Yeah, she's... You know about, do, you not, do you not know about this? No, I don't think so. She stole so shoes after, from a staffer, right? So after <laughs> AOC, you know, the guy banged on the door to tell her to get the fuck to the right place. She still doesn't go to the right place. It's unclear, uh, you know, whether she just like got lost or she intentionally doesn't go to the right place. But she somehow ends up in the wrong building, and she's like wandering around a different building that's like empty, and and she wanders over to Katie Porter's office, you know, who's a fellow Democrat, and she yeah. like she like she like bangs on her door and she's like, "Can I hide in here with you, Katie?" And it's it's like ridiculous because Katie Porter's like just doing her work, like she's completely unfazed by the situation. She's like, uh, <laughs> if, you, I, if you want, I guess. She's like just confused. And then AOC is like hiding in the closet, and it's like it's like she's hiding Katie Porter's closet. Katie Porter's like just trying to like do her fucking work. Like, what is happening here? And then AOC, who's wearing high heels, she's like she's like she's like Katie, do you have some shoes I can borrow in case I have to run away from the mob? It's like. And so, it, like, literally one of Katie Porter's staffers gave AOC their shoes. So if she had to run away. And there's this line that Katie Porter says, which I can't believe she says it because to me it's, like, horribly embarrassing. Um, she's like, she's like, uh, Katie Porter was like, listen, AOC, I have children, okay? I can take care of you. I can protect you. <laughs> I'll keep you safe. And then AOC was like, I just want to live long enough to have children. Yeah, I want to be a mother someday. <laughs> It's like, oh my, she had like a total panic attack. Like, oh my, I don't know. I, I remember hearing about this, um, yeah. but, you know, it was a little different the way I heard it, but. Uh, it wasn't so it's exasperated. Fine. 
I just, you know, it was a crazy day. Nobody knew what was going on. And so I don't know. You know mm-hmm. I'm not going to defend it. But it, it's um, people are scared for their lives. They react in different ways. What can I say? Would you steal an underling's shoes so that you can get away from the murderous mob? Yes, of course. Oh, and I'd okay. push that person behind me. You only got to outrun <laughs> the people. You don't have to outrun the mob, right? True. Yeah. That's true. I mean, that person might join the mob, though, if you took her shoes. <laughs> Why wouldn't wouldn't she? be able to catch me without their shoes. <laughs> uh, Science, you idiot for $20 says, I was going to skip this until tomorrow for work, but I hear my boy IRI said he likes Lance. Take that back, IRI. Lance is a young man who has deleted many of his reactionary tweets. I will unsub IRI. Oh, and hello, Sitch and Adam. Well, what's up? Damn. I can't, yeah, what you, can't what afford to lose that. Tweets? Sorry. $2.50 is is not worth breaking up my friendship with Lance. So I guess that you'll have to unsub. Bring him back on the show. I, I'm glad we have an end with Lance now. Maybe you can talk some sense into him. I mean, don't tell him the part about how we said he was way stupider than Tim Pool. <laughs> Leave that part out. <laughs> okay. Next time I talk to him, I'll, I'll mention you guys and see what yeah, he says. Sitch, for the love of God, read the freaking surfs tweet. What was it? Is there? Is it about this? Is about the uh, shooting? Which one do you want to read? I I brought up. His... I saw you brought it up, but I don't. You were like looking at it when we were streaming. What did yeah. you see, Adam? What I don't did know. your? It looks. I mean, Twitter it looks like see. he's going after Matt Walsh. This is an incredible breakdown of how inconsistent a far right extremist like Matt Walsh is when discussing the horrifying loss of children's lives due to shootings, especially when he feels he can exploit it for his transphobic crusade. And then he's retweeting, Good morning, let's compare Matt Walsh's blog reaction to the Nashville Covenant school shooting with other shootings that involve the murder of very young children. So, Gotcha. Yeah. I'm not sure how much you want us to dig into this. If you have a specific tweet, I mean, I will dig into this after the show, but... The red one, Adam. Please, the mass shooting stance. Oh, okay. This is kind of weird because it is... The mass shooting stats by gender tweet? Yeah, yeah, mass shooting stats, uh, mass shootings by gender status. And they have cis versus trans, which I don't... Why why would you break it up? (laughs) Why would you break it up by cis and trans? Well, isn't that... I mean, I'm assuming he's doing it in response to people saying like... Blaming the transness for their shooting, right? Right. Well, I do. I, this person has a manifesto that, what I mean, they? I'm not going to be surprised if some bread tubers are mentioned in that manifesto. <laughs> I don't want to name any names Damn. until we, the manifesto is released. But I wonder if I'll get a manifesto one day. I apologize. Earlier, Phil Hoggins. I said Minnesota. He was talking about Mississippi is where he's from. I apologize, Phil. I don't know my state uh, uh, initials. That This is in response to the quartering saying 0.5% of the population is committing nearly 100% of the mass shootings lately. And I guess because there's been three trans shootings, and I would say that these three trans shootings are probably politically motivated, right? I mean, that's the thing. 
There, I saw one of the Republicans was saying this needs to be prosecuted as a hate crime since she targeted a Christian school, which, I mean, I, I agree with. This should be prosecuted as a hate crime. Well, she's dead, so and nobody to prosecute. True. Right. Unless but... they, like, how did she get the gun, you know? I'm sorry, how did he get the gun? Um, you know, was it the family responsible, but... Well, as somebody said in my chat, the other target was a mall. So I don't know if, if like this was the entire. And I did hear that. Was it a Christian earlier. mall? <laughs> it was a it was a Christian mall. Yeah, my bad. Oh, look at this. AOC is a fan of our show, and she just donated five dollars. Look. At oh that. wow. Uh, AOC for five dollars says, uh, "I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle." There you go. <laughs> is that an Arnold impersonation? It was attempted. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice never seen terminator well, that, one i love terminator yeah i remember he's buck naked and uh yep. talking to the biker right yeah yep. that was go. a great scene not because he's naked but mm -hmm. you know <laughs> sure sure sure. that's what i always super do. straight okay. dude we're not we don't hate here <laughs> that's a great ending line for the date your clothes <laughs> give them to me now <laughs> it's not the 80s anymore adam i think you're getting trouble <laughs> if you oh really well, I mean, uh, consensually, your clothes, give them to me now. How about that? Did I clean it if up? If you would like. That kind of, uh, oh, yeah. if you would like? Yeah. Okay. If you would please consent to take your clothes off and, uh, and snuggle for, with me in the covers. There you go. CT for $2 for two Canadians says, when I write my manifesto, I'll shout you out IRI. Based. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, don't kill people, but uh, yeah. My channel will blow up. Are you kidding me? They'll be like, <laughs> I'll be all over the news, man. But please don't kill people in my name. Thank you very much. What if they really deserved it? Yeah. What if it's like baby Hitler? They have a time machine. They're going to go yeah. back. They're like, they have a manifesto. Ooh. They kill baby Hitler and they say subscribe. To I'm really <laughs> I mean, they could write that on the side of the time machine. It'd be great. Jesus. I'd be, I don't, I don't, I'd have to think about that one. Well, you know, actually, that wouldn't work. If you go back in time and kill They'd baby killer. They'd call Hitler, you a baby killer. Then no one knows. <laughs> no one would. You would change history. So no one would know True. why you killed this baby. They wouldn't know, like, well, you just saved, you know, Europe from Hitler, right? Like, oh, my God. A time just true. came in and killed a baby and left. What the fuck? That's so messed up. <laughs> Smashed yeah. this baby's head. Jesus. Good point. There you go. Yeah, well, there you go. Those were the uh, relevance to IRI super chat. We have All others right. that are just like about random. Awesome. Take care. Thanks for coming on IRI. Take care, buddy. Talk to you. Well, yeah. Thank you guys for having me. It was a lot of fun. I mean, five hours flew right by, so that's awesome. But I, this was a lot of fun. I really appreciate it, and um, I hope the chat had a good time. And and um, we'll talk about doing something in the future. I guess. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah. definitely have you on again if you're down for it. Uh, Talk to Lance. Let's do a double debate. Come on, let's debate some t contentious topic or something. <laughs> okay, man. It'll we'll be fun. That'll be great content. Mm -hmm. I promise not to invite Loris, Lauren Southern, friend of the show, Lauren Southern, on. <laughs> Her and I are, are friendly too, so that'll be an interesting mix. Oh, so then I can blame you when I invite Lauren Southern on to ambush Lance. Perfect. Damn. <sighs> nice. All right. All, All right, right, guys. Take care. Always man. a pleasure. Take See care. Ya. Nice. Okay, let me go back and read chats. I skipped. 
uh, as me for six MRI says, sit, you missed mine. I missed one. Oh, you're right. I did. As me for 15 MRI says, be honest, guys. AOC's story is just as funny as Trump's bunker baby story. I think it's like way funnier. funnier. Than what are you talking story, about? But... Trump in the bunker baby story. He's a, he doesn't steal anyone's shoes. What are you I know. So I said AOC's story is 10 times funnier. It's way funnier. It's just like. Okay. Nape Nape for $5 says your Vash, your Vash versus Sargon debate video is out of sync with the audio. Who do we blame? The answer decides S class versus A team debate. No pressure. Well, you blame YouTube because it was perfectly in sync when we made it. Yeah, I don't. And I, you're the first person I've ever heard that's pointed that out. So I don't understand why that's. Yeah, happening. maybe that's it's weird. just, maybe it's your computer is out of sync. Or Interesting. I don't know. It could be yeah. weird. I don't know. Uh, Edvin Goal for two months says, thank you, J-Mac, for the membership. Wasn't here to catch the latest episode of Adam has to read a book, but caught up on the re-upload <laughs> as class for at least another week. Thank you, Edvin. Did I? I mean, I guess I did do that in this stream. You did it. You actually did it, too. So. Well, listen, we're allowed to do it when we talk about height, okay? Yeah, I mean, I'm curious. It'll be cool if he reads the book. And Zero Fox says that he did check, and it is out of sync. Really? Interesting. Yeah, there's nothing we did. Was it always out of sync? I don't no. remember being out of sync like when we first like did it. No. Yeah. It's YouTube, YouTube like moved it to some new server or something. I don't know. Hmm. Weird. I have seen videos that are out of sync before, but yeah. Hmm. CT said she noticed it when she was making the clips. It was a few months ago. Oh, well, I'm probably not going to fix it, so. I clipped it that video, and it wasn't out of sync when I clipped it. I don't know. Uh, Jack of Spades for 12 months says, uh, one year BBY. Also, thank you. One year, baby. Also, looked into the 40% cheating survey, and one of the confounding variables was they accidentally sent a third of the surveys to my ex. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Ouch. Big That's, ouch. There were people giving me a hard time in the Discord about the OnlyFans thing, but the comments were overwhelmingly against you, Sitch. I think there was like one mm. or two comments in your favor. Two, maybe three tops. And a bunch All of right. people. I, even, I posted one that was from an OnlyFans model that said, yeah, I got mm -hmm. crushes on my on my OnlyFans. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, before I forget, uh, Sammy G has three plushies that people bought, and mm -hmm. when she mailed them out to them, they bounced back to her. Um, if you're listening, And you're one of those, yeah. And you're one of those people. Um, I'll read the first names. Uh, Felix in Germany... Thomas in the USA and Diane, Diana in Portugal. If you did not get your plushie and you want it, because I believe you already paid for it, uh, please contact me or Adam or Sammy G on Twitter and let us know mm -hmm. what your address is. What so are, how long are we going to give them to contact us before we auction them off to the highest bidder? I think I should say it. I'll say it on a Sunday show a couple right. of times. And then, because uh, we were supposed to do this and I just kept forgetting because I'm an asshole. Mm -hmm. So 
yeah, we'll give them a chance. I'll mention it on a Sunday stream or two. They don't respond. Then we'll, I guess we'll just auction them off if well, people want. They we have. She has two sets that are left that are available. So I thought maybe we would see if people are interested. How many? How many people are interested? If more than two people are interested, we'll do an auction. If not, we'll just sell them off. So mm -hmm. let us know if you're interested. You can uh, DM me or whatever. Right. D DM me on Discord or on on um, YouTube on Twitter because I know a lot of people don't have Twitter. I, more people have Discord than have Twitter. Interesting. Yeah, or Discord's fine. That's fine too. Sammy G says a monster, no mas. There you go. Right. Uh, yeah. Thunderstorm for five dollars says since. 42% of Americans have a four-year degree. Shouldn't an apprenticeship program be set up for others? Shouldn't an apprenticeship program be set up for others for employers in the state and federal? <laughs> Adam's not listening. Jank with the blunt. Oh, my, oh my God. God. It's hilarious. The blunt makes it so much fun. I feel like that should be the poll question. Is it funny when Adam gives somebody a blunt? <laughs> that should that should be the third question. It should be the poll question. Oh, okay. What you was it? What was the super him. chat question? Uh, Since forty-two percent of Americans have a four-year degree, shouldn't an apprenticeship program be set up for others, for employers and the state and the federal government? Sure, I'm all for apprenticeship programs. There you go. But they gotta cost as much as a college degree. Wow. No, I'm right. just kidding. Obviously, right. They should be free uh, and paid for with progressive taxation. <laughs> Everybody. Uh, there you go. Are you, you're for abolishing the income tax, right? Uh, it depends what you replace it with. Right. I think the income tax is kind of a regressive tax. I think yeah, the, I the income tax really hits poor people more than it should. Um, I don't remember what it was. I remember we had some conversation where you, you proposed some alternative income tax and you gave a, a good reason for it. And I said, oh, no, I could be on board with that, but I don't remember what that argument was or what you were proposing. Just the important thing to remember is that you agreed with me. That's okay. That's yeah. all that matters. Right. I don't want to bring it back up because you might've changed your mind. So there you go. Just remember. Uh, Texas SP 12 for $10 says Sitch still can't get over the civil rights argument being illiberal. It wasn't. So I don't know what to tell you. I tweeted out, um, I forget who was, it was one of these, I know I'm not claiming this of Texas SB, but I believe the guy I was responding to is one of these like fucking, you know, white nationalist guys. And they always kind of try to hide behind the civil rights being uh, anti-liberal. And the argument for this to me is really a poor argument. Because first of all, the civil rights is essentially guaranteeing liberal individual rights for every American to not be discriminated on the on the basis of their skin color or their religion or their or their sex. And then the counter argument, some of the now there's two sides of the counter argument. There's those who are actually like honest people, generally like libertarians who make the kind of uh, freedom of association argument. And then there's like the bad actors who are just like the racist assholes who pretend to be libertarians and try to use libertarian arguments to to convince people to their side. Um, but so the argument about the right to freedom that the Civil Rights Act 
was anti-liberal because it violates freedom of association. Uh, this is a really not great argument, in my opinion. And it's based on this kind of fallacy of all people have to be in, have to be like absolutist on these rights questions. And I've talked about this before. You know, nobody is a free speech absolutist. You know, no one is in favor of. I am. Well, maybe Adam is. Is that does that mean Adam is in favor of uh, CP being available? Where's the wood chipper? Well, there you go. So you're not a free speech absolutist. You don't think that CP should be available? Hell right? no. You know what are you, crazy? you don't think? What are you insane? You don't, you don't think you should be able to put a billboard of lolly porn up? You know, across the street from from a school, right? Hell no. Well, then I guess you're not a free speech absolutist, are you? I guess not. You've convinced I mean, me. Do you think that newspapers should knowingly be able to lie and say Adam Friended is a pedophile Nazi? No, I'll sue them for well, breach of contract. I guess you're not a free speech absolutist. Yeah, true. And so, yeah, so my point is that we get to this like realm. I think that's a, a not good argument where people say like, "Oh, well, if you don't, if you believe in any sort of infringement on any right." It's either number one, illiberal, or two, you don't actually believe in the right. And that's not true because no, when it comes to any rights that we have, nobody believes in this absolute, no one I would say that has like a sane argument, uh, believes in these absolutist versions of them. It's the same thing with freedom of association. You know, I was reading, I was kind of like looking into this the other day because some people were making this, you know, freedom of association argument. A lot of people forget they only think of freedom of association through the lens of employment. Or, you know, the kind of like, you know, gay cake shop cases. They forget that freedom of association is far more than that. It also has to do with your right to associate with who you live with and who you marry. That's another question of freedom of association. And so if you're going to tell me you're a freedom of association absolutist, then that means that you have to also be in favor of abolishing age of consent laws. Ooh, destroyed. You know, why, why are you not in favor of allowing children to associate with adults intimately, right? And so... Well, I, I was also thinking, like, the the Jim Crow laws were against mm -hmm. freedom of association because as a business owner, I would like to sell extra beer to black people, but the government right. is coming in here and saying that I can't do that. Right, here. so, yeah, right. So people would... So the complaint would be, well, the Civil Rights Act should have just abolished those laws, right, but not made it so, but made it so you still could discriminate. Like a person could discriminate. You just couldn't have a law that says you have to discriminate. Like that would be the argument okay. um, from that position. But so I, I don't buy this argument. I think it's a, it's a fallacy to say like, well, any sort of infringement on any right makes something illiberal because no one's an absolutist on any rights. We can't have, we literally can't have a society where you are absolutist on basically any right society will not function at all so i don't buy that argument now if you want to make an argument a different argument about why you think it's justifiable for people to you know racially discriminate against other people in terms of employment or you know letting them into your business i mean you can try to craft an argument around that um i don't think it's gonna be particularly persuasive but just falling back on saying my freedom of association is not that is not a real argument in my opinion so 
A team is kicking ass here. Fifty-three percent of the live streams. There you A go. team. There you go. I can't believe it. My God, we always said if we did one poll where A team won, that we would change the name of the show to Adam and Sitch. Do you remember that conversation that we had? That totally hmm. happened. I'm sorry, I was reading the chat. I didn't hear you. So, <laughs> just say, yeah, you do remember. I don't, because I don't. <laughs> So close. Someone, I don't know if it's the same person in chat, someone on Twitter that had like a wild argument that I'd never heard of, where they basically said they disagreed with me because they said, well, children don't have rights. And I was like, what do you mean children don't have rights? And they were kind of laying out a philosophical conception where children don't have rights. That's and I was like, insane. Yeah, I was like, well, wait a minute. Well, first of all, like obviously from a legal perspective, that's not true, right? In America, they're they're I'll probably uh they're probably against abortion too. Dude. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't ask. Uh, but but from a philosophical conception, to me, if you say children don't have rights, um, you're basically opening because they believe that rights were tied into duty, and mm -hmm. so if, since children can't take care of themselves, they don't have rights. Which first of all, that that is illiberal. That is not a liberal idea. Liberal ideas that people have natural rights. Uh, but then secondly. I was like, you're essentially opening the door to allow all child abuse by parents because children have no rights. They're just, as long as they're, you know, operating under the, as long as their parents are taking care of them, they can do whatever they want to them. So I don't know. That was a weird argument to me that I heard. Yeah. You, but, you, you legalize child abuse and child yeah, labor. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, kids have a lot of rights and they know about them too. That's why yeah. they go to their teachers and tell them, you know, fuck off, Miss Jensen. You can't do anything to me. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, kids have not the same amount of rights as an adult, but they obviously still have rights. So, both legally and I'd argue, obviously, philosophically. But yeah, they don't have all their rights. Um, TB for 10 gifts. Thank you so much, TB, for the 10 gifted memberships. Cameraman502 for $5 says RCV, gerrymandering, and third parties are red herrings. An actual problem is that the parties are at their weakest point and can't control their members. I think you are correct. That is a very interesting yeah. observation. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you looked at Trump the first time, it was very clear the party and the pundits didn't want him to be the, the candidate, and he got it anyway. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, excellent point. And then... And then, like, now, it's very interesting, because right now, I mean, this is, this is going back to Tucker Carlson being a fucking liar, you know, it's going to be very fascinating if he has to testify in court, because they have him on, they have him, they have him in messages talking about how he thinks Trump was bad for the country, he thinks Trump was a literal fucking demon, he's like just shit-talking Trump left and right. Really? Are yes. Are you kidding me? No. Where, it was, where did it, this come was, out of? This was uh, the Dominion lawsuit. Really? And this is why this is kind of wild to me. Um, you know, the the all the MSNBC people and the left-wing media, they were talking about this like for like a month. And and yet, I don't think Tucker's numbers changed at all. And I'm just like, do people on the right just not care? Or do they just not see it? Because to me, it's like... They don't see it. Silo. The left media is the only one talking about I it. I guess, like... I don't know. To me, if if you follow a political pundit and you find out that they're just lying to your fucking face about what they believe, I mean, 
I don't know. I don't know how you stick by them after that point. Yeah, I'm done. I mean, it's just pure grift at that point. Um, That's when I realized I was no longer a Surfs fan. there you go. Oh, no, the reason I brought that up was because I think the same thing's happening with Trump now. I think that's why when, you know, when DeSantis won for Florida, I think there's a reason a lot of the Republican establishment and the Republican media pundits were like trying to like dip their toes into the water of like propping up DeSantis as the, uh, you know, the Trump alternative. I do think that the Republican establishment and the Republican media does not want Trump at all. Of course They they really don't. want DeSantis, but I think they're, I think they're cowardly. I think they're too cowardly to like make a bold stand and just, you know, put their foot down and say, you know, we're going to support DeSantis. I don't think they're going to do that though. Yeah, because they're worried about the fallout from the electorate. Yeah. They don't want to do the same screw-up that they did in 2020. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pundit doesn't lie? Well, that's true, but... I mean, generally, when I think of pundits lying, I think of them lying for their team. I don't think of them lying like, to their oh, team. I actually despise the candidate I'm advocating for. Like, I would be really surprised. I mean, I, I, first of all, I was surprised when I saw that. I, I didn't, I would not have thought that Tucker Carlson hated Donald Trump. Um, but I would be equally shocked, like, if, you know, you saw Rachel Maddow, Chris Hayes saying that, like, they fucking despise Joe Biden. Like, that would be very shocking to me. And I would think that would hurt their viewership, but maybe it wouldn't. Maybe they people love, just don't care anymore. I don't know. They love Joe Biden. So They're insane for Joe Biden. How do you know his private they messages were sincere? Bullet. I mean, I guess he could have been. I don't know why he would be lying. I don't remember who he was talking to in the private message. I think he was talking to, like, he was talking to his, like, his show producer. So, I mean, I don't, I guess he could have been lying. I don't know why he would lie in the private message to his producer, but... Look I don't us. know if he's ever addressed it, but. Look at us, just three players hanging out. There you go. Smoking the wacky tobacco. I'm pretty sure it technically violates TOS, but. What? Be gone. Watch this. Gone. All there you of go. You. Yeah, that's supposed to advocate for drug use. So. This, uh, this is tobacco. This yeah, is. Of course. Look. Susan, we roll our own around here. There you go. There you go. It's not even Susan anymore. Who it's is it? the other guy? Other guy. Other guy. Hey, other guy. Look, don't get us in trouble. It, you know, it's funny when you when you give me those glasses. Um, like it, I look like a bug person because <laughs> they're like too big for me. I know that's how they're supposed to look. <laughs> there you go. You have a black face, so it's wow. It is, bro. bro. You're doing digital blackface. Oh my god! Jank did a base tweet about the digital blackface being crazy. True. Yeah. True. He did. I was very surprised that. Uh, that yeah. I was. Yeah. Jank basically made fun of the left complaining about digital blackface. So. I responded with our meme. <laughs> I saw. Listen, you have to incentivize good behavior, Adam. Okay, <laughs> kind of, kind of doing the opposite. Look, I love the meme. What am I gonna do? Okay, I'm crazy okay. for it. You said it out of, you did it out of love, huh? I think, I think Jank secretly loves it. Right. Oh, you still have the blunt on Jank, though. 
I know. I'm looking for it. Come oh, on. Okay. Look, I'm looking for the blunt. I got like 25 blunts in this. There you go. Oh, wait. Uh, it's in the sank folder. Look, I got go. the blunt. On, I tried to put a folder in a folder, jank. but it didn't work. Isn't it jank, not sank? I said jank. I think I said sank. I said jank. Look who came okay. to visit me. Bagel. Oh. Very oh. original for 550 Canadian. Thanks so much. Says Sitch, I used your definition for woke you gave in your Dane and Bob debate, and I got called the transphobe, so it must be accurate. It worked. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Look at you. Uh, Cyborg for 12 months. Thanks so much, Cyborg, for being a 12 month member. Says S Class E. The best class. Is that Cyborg? A team. Oh. Drinks what? egg creams. Oh, man. Bad Don't ask, news. you're too young. When is the gun debate? I want in. Then I will debate Sitch on drug law. Is that Cyborg from the Discord? Because he said that yes, I was cyborg. both wrong on the OnlyFans and that he would not want his girlfriend to have an OnlyFans. So it sounds I, like... I agree with that take, though. That's my take. Yeah, but my take is that I don't want my girlfriend to have an OnlyFans. Your take I don't was... want my girlfriend to have an OnlyFans either. That was not my take. What was your take? I don't think that girls are doing it. I don't think that a, a girl being on OnlyFans is more likely to cheat on their spouse because they're on OnlyFans. Than a girl that's not on OnlyFans. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure there's evidence for that. You think? Or rather, let me let me rephrase that. I think it's possible that girls that are more likely to cheat or more sexually active could be attracted on to only doing OnlyFans jobs in the first place. Right. Okay. I don't think being on OnlyFans is the thing that makes them cheat more. If that makes sense. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that was my position. But I don't like. If if I was dating someone and they said, "Hey, hello, boyfriend Sitch, hello, boyfriend, uh, niche internet micro celebrity PSA Sitch," <laughs> which <laughs> I, I would like to open which an OnlyFans. Totally say that's exactly how I will be addressed by all future lovers. Um, I'll they'll say I want to open an OnlyFans. I'd I'd be like, I don't want you to open an OnlyFans. I would be but I'd Sitch, be very heavily. I could it. make three hundred dollars a month. No. No. And yeah, $300 I could, a month. Yeah, the, the big $300 a month, exactly. And I would meet a lot of interesting internet people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say, I would say no. Okay. I would say no. I don't want my girlfriend to be on OnlyFans. Of course not. But would you pay her $300 a month to not be on OnlyFans? Uh, well, first of all, if, if a girl's like, if I was dating someone, they said, okay, if you don't do your OnlyFans, you have to pay me some amount of money. I'd be like, oh, okay. Well, there's the door. <laughs> You're like, guess what? I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> what, are, what are you like? I was like, listen, I didn't realize. I thought we were in a relationship. I didn't realize you thought I was a John and I'm supposed to pay you like a whore. <laughs> well, there's the door. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. Like, what? That would be a fucking crazy situation. That's, that's an, that is an amazing comeback. I want to yeah, write like, this scene into Super Villains Anonymous too. There you go. Oh, I didn't realize you were a whore. Well, there's the door. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, I think it'd be different. Now, here's a weird situation. It'd be different. Is if you start dating someone, but before you start dating them, they already had an OnlyFans. I think that changes the dynamic completely. Right. So then oh. would you ask, okay, they have an OnlyFans. The OnlyFans yeah. makes $300 a month. Would you say, listen, 
I want to take you away from this life, sweetheart. Yeah, like if it was a serious relationship and we've been going out for a while, I'd be like, yeah, like, listen, let me pretty woman you. I'm going to take you away from all this, okay? Yes. I'm going to give you $350 a month. Oh, you know what's funny? Someone, some degenerate, <laughs> some degenerate sent this to me. Like they said, they said, uh, Sitch, uh, Amaranth. Do you know who Amaranth is? Yeah, she's super hot. They said Amaranth must have listened to your stream, and they sent me some like preview clip. Apparently, you know, like the on these OnlyFans things, there's like the preview clip before the porn starts. Oh, okay. And in the preview clip, uh, it's Amaranth at a table. And it's like, it's like, I mean, it's like in her room, but it's supposed to be like real. She's at a table where it's supposed to look like a convention. And she has like, like a fan come up, a finger quotes fan come up mm -hmm. of hers. And they're like, oh, they're like looking to buy her merch. And instead she's supposed to allow them to like have sex with her or touch her or something. I don't know. Cause it, you know, obviously the video cuts out there. Um, and they're like, see, Amaranth must have listened to you guys talk on Sunday. And she's going to try to, <laughs> you're going to try to trick all her simps into thinking that they're going to pay her to have sex. Hmm. I, like, I mean, wow. that's what's really going on there, right? That's what I feel is going on there. Yeah. Yeah. She's giving she's giving you the experience. She's being like, wouldn't this is the fantasy right here? Signing right. up for my OnlyFans is like coming right. up and just having sex with me randomly. Yes. That's good marketing. That oh, Amherst knows what she's, she's very doing. Very smart. She's very smart. Yeah. I mean, I I'm in a loving relationship with my wife, but Sitch could have sex with her. <laughs> I mean, you're single, right? Like, if Amaranth... you want, you want me to, you want me to be like Amaranth. <laughs> let me uh, give you some money on your OnlyFans so you'll notice me. No, I just want, I just want to know that if that was like a real life situation that you just like. I mean, Amaranth, uh, yeah. can I be your OnlyFans simp? That's gonna mean that we have sex, right? Did she no, ever break that's... up with her boyfriend? Of course not. That, that was a giant scam. I don't think it was a scam. It was a, totally a scam. Okay, maybe. I mean, if it was a scam, she's a sociopath. She knows how to create drama for clips. It was a total. I don't think that was a scam. I think that was real. But if it, if it was a scam, she oh, was so, I mean, look at this night. You didn't listen. Did you listen to the clip of them arguing? Like Jesus, that was like wild. That, that did not sound fake. They're like fantastic actors. If if that was fake, did you listen to the clip? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like him yelling at her and her just like crying. Oh God! I I hope I caught it. The poll was almost going S class. Wow, you to... <laughs> cut it off. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I just... Oh my God. Adam, 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 Adam. Oh shit. I got the 49. Damn it. I was you were you were talking and I wasn't paying attention. Shit. <laughs> what happened? I'm at uh, 49 and you're at four. Are we even? We're, Wait, four, are we we're both? hold on, we're both at 49. Yes. We're both at 49. Look at that. 49, 49, baby. <laughs> There you go. You I was trying. I wanted it me to be fifty, or me to be fifty-one, oh, and you forty-nine. But well, look, you didn't. You didn't follow your own advice. It says, "Answer honestly. God will curse you if you lie." So you tried to lie, and God said, <laughs> "I no, didn't no, lie, no. though. I, I was honest in the poll." You, no, but you tried to manipulate the poll results. The end poll. Results. No, it, I just told yeah, myself. Get back it was. I told myself it was time. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, you told yourself. Okay. I was trying to pay closer attention because I was up forever, but. I, we were talking about Amaranth, and for some reason, I lost you track. You got distracted of by by hot girl. <laughs> it was just my in your brain. My head was in the <laughs> in the clouds. Seems like it seems like a lot of people in chat said that 
number one, she got back together with her husband. And number two, they agree with your assessment that she's a sociopath. Oh, really? Interesting. Maybe that'll <laughs> so, be the next poll. He made $50 million on OnlyFans. Holy fuck. Yeah. What a, what a buff. Okay. That her husband must be a fucking idiot. Why? Your wife is making, assuming your wife is making $50 million on OnlyFans, assuming she's not sleeping around, which I don't think she is. Um, How do you know? I don't know. She like, just seems so you, like above it all. If you, like, if very, you're worth like, $50 million, why do you want to be hanging out with? Well, no, she might be sleeping around with, I'm saying, I don't think she's sleeping around with her OnlyFans simps. I think she, she could be sleeping around with someone else. But I'm like, so you're going to, you're going to fucking break that golden egg goose by just fucking parading her on, on camera. I don't know. It seems like a bad idea. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's nagging scam. her. Maybe it worked. Maybe that was a problem. Did they break the up? Is what... No. Okay. They, good. Chat said that they they're still together. I'm glad they're together and happy. So there you go. Maybe it was all nagging. Maybe it worked. So the poll says, of thirty nine percent are a team and right wing, mm -hmm. and ten percent are a team and left wing, and thirty two percent are. S class and right wing, and 17% are S class and left wing. So I have a seven point advantage. You have a seven point advantage with the left wingers, and I right. have a six point advantage. Oh, uh, I swear I can do math. Seven point advantage with, oh, it's the same seven points. IJB Mexican, uh, what clip? Where did you send this clip? I don't see anything on Twitter. Can we Did bring up it? an Amaranth clip? I don't, that might be no. against TOS. I don't know. She seems like kind well, of. Well, I don't know if it's an Amaranth clip. You just said you sent me some clip. Oh, I see. You mean the clip you sent me a while ago. Okay. So A team is more, is more right wing than S class, according to. Are we going to get, we're not going to get copyright hit for this one. I assume not because you uploaded it. So. What is it? It's a, it's a meme, it's a meme video for you, Adam. No, we we will get copyrighted because I've done stuff on a small channel and not gotten copyright, and then oh. uploaded it to my main channel and definitely got copyright. Okay, yet, so. well, it's it's a, you know, the song "Girls," but yeah. it's all like distorted. Yeah. So I don't, I wouldn't trust yeah. the distortion. Well, just yeah. the the meme is just Adam friended myself and <clears throat> other high libido individuals from a very young age. Be like. Yeah. And it's the skeleton dance from Spooky Scary Skeleton. To the song Girls. Girls. Oh, girls, yeah. There you go. All I really want is girls. In the morning, I want girls. And in the evening, I want... Sitch has never danced to this song. You know that song? The Dance to the Skeleton Beastie Boys? Dance to this song. Isn't that a Beastie Boys song? Yeah, totally Beastie Boys. Of course. I, I loved Beastie Boys back in the day. I saw Beastie Boys live in concert. You ate dinner with them? I didn't eat dinner with him. No, oh, okay. Uh, Blaine's Escape Corner for $2 says, Prove Sitch has never had a relationship argument. That's true. I never argue. I've never been in a relationship. I'm actually a virgin. You know, Proof Sitch has never had a relationship argument. What is? How does that mean? Are we almost I mean, on the Super Chats? Nice. No, I'm not. I just jumped ahead. I've, oh. never, I've never had a relationship argument where I'm just like fucking screaming at, a, at my significant other and she's just in tears. That's never happened. No. I, I pride myself. Oh, you should that do that. That's awesome. A situation that I've been a, a part of. That's so. always fun when you're in front of people, like you're yelling in her face. 
Why are you such yeah. a dumb bitch? Yeah, I, I've never done that. That's true. That is true. Well, you need to date more dumb bitches. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look. There you cinch. go. You got to broaden your horizons. Got to broaden my horizons. Yeah. There it is. Oh, man. Huh. Um, okay. As Asmi says for 30MYR says, if you subscribe to OnlyFans, most people would lose respect for you as a man. And if there are a few that get to date their OnlyFans, then isn't that the exception proving the rule or something? I don't know. Well, I do. Does this, do you lose? I mean, I, I'm. I'm under the impression respect is gained totally independent of whether or not you su subscribe to some OnlyFans model. Like if you, you know, if you're like a doctor or an attorney or a Congress person, subscribing to an OnlyFans is not going to hurt your status at all. I mean, I, if you're a bartender or a waiter, I don't think subscribing to an OnlyFans is going to hurt your status at all. So, I don't, I, I don't get that. Do you? What's your take, Sitch? Like it's basically the same as just, you know. I don't, you know, I, I don't, I don't um, think it's I the end of the world. I, I think, I don't know if it was always that way from the beginning, but it's definitely that way right now. You think where, so? Yeah, we're we're you're we're like an OnlyFans simp. Yes, it's definitely viewed as like, oh, you're a simp. Really? Yes, a hundred percent. Really? That's the way it's yeah, of course. But what's the difference between subscribing to OnlyFans and just watching porn? Because well, to, well, I'll tell you why. And someone brought this up, and on Sunday, with the amount of porn that's available for free, you say, well, wait a minute, why are you paying for it? Why are you paying this one person? Right, if you can just look for a porn for free, I think that's what she makes, meets like, your. That's the, she the meets idea. your criteria, your checklist. Well, yeah, but usually, here's my thought process on it. There's so much free porn, mm -hmm. and so much like leaked porn. Like I'm pretty sure if you went looking for it, you could probably find like all of you know this OnlyFans porn. Someone has put it up somewhere for free. Right? Really, I would bet. Uh, illegally i wouldn't know anything about it because i've never done anything like that ever in my entire life well course. i haven't either but yeah, i mean of course. uh but so if someone wanted to search like amaranth porn and give us the there you go see if it, just you know for um, scientific reasons right. send us some so, links i think so the thought process i think i would wager is that it's kind of like when you It'd be like, oh, you're not just paying, like you're not paying them because you just want their porn because you can find that usually somewhere else. It's like you're you're supporting them. You want to support them, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, you know, when you're talking about like, you know, like us, you're like, oh, you want to support us with this political, you know, content, you know, okay. Or if you're like supporting like Mahler, you're like, oh, you want to support their, you know, media content where I think there's already like a baked in negative connotation, whether you agree with it or not, where it's like, oh, you're supporting a girl for taking off her clothes. I think that just has an inherent simpiness kind of baked into it that's not shakeable, offable. Mm -hmm. Well, good to know. So I don't know. That's my thought process. I think it's, uh, someone compared it. I forget who it was. Someone compared this to stripping on Sunday. Um, I think it's completely different. 
I think strippers, I think because like when, when a guy goes to a strip club, I'm assuming, I don't know, someone who doesn't frequent these, I, I don't think that the average person that goes to a strip club is like, oh, there's this one stripper I'm really into, right? It's like mm -hmm. a guy just goes to a strip club and there are strippers there. And I think that situation creates a completely different status dynamic where the strippers are viewed as kind of just like lower status, interchangeable. Or with OnlyFans, it's like you're going out of your way to financially support someone for some for content you could find somewhere else for free. And so I think that's what creates this kind of like weird simp slash status dynamic on the OnlyFans platform, psychologically. But don't strippers pretty much... I mean, I've heard strippers say that's one of my regulars. Like they have regulars, that right? Are just but see, but there then, right? But then, when it's when it when that happens, when someone says it's one of my regulars, then I think the 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 status power dynamic flips. What do you mean? Because they're like, oh, this is like you know, this is one of my regulars. This is someone I can milk for money. You mm -hmm. understand? Like then they become the simp, essentially. Right. So, but the, I guess what I'm saying the is the regular is still lower status because he's a simp. Be, by becoming a regular, he becomes lower status. Right. Okay. I guess what I'm saying is I'm basically validating all of the, uh, <laughs> what were the, uh, you know, the, the, the proto red pillars. The, I don't uh, know. What are they? The, 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 the neggers. What are they mm. called? The, what the, is you, what is you should, careful now. Neggers. Yes. Okay. I know. It sounds really You bad. had to say it again? N-E-G. N-E-G. Don't, don't say that again. Those who okay. neg women. Right. Okay. Uh the the date, you know, the date advice people. I hope I just hope well, I hope the video transcripts got that there. You go. Right. There you go. That's true. It's probably it's probably totally screwed up now, but um yeah, you know the, the I'm not on camera people. right now, which is I'm thankful for because there you go. <laughs> like then everyone would think it was you. Yeah. <laughs> Just like. Listen, I, I did not pull somebody, Andy Marsh. Okay. Somebody timestamp. <laughs> you did not get naggers. <laughs> so that didn't happen. There you go. Anyway. Anyway. The, the uh, yeah. Simpson and Simpson hoes. Right. What I'm saying is essentially that all those people, those little red, people, red pill people are correct. As soon as, you, as soon as you tell the women you're interested in them, they walk all over you. There you go. Real black belt. What happens when you marry him? Jeez. There's no I hope. I know. Listen, married men will tell you that. I'm not saying that. <laughs> yeah, you're not saying it, but we all know. I'm hinting at it very... Yeah, exactly. Very strongly. <laughs> there you go. Look, we I... love... We love... We love our wives. Oh, that's... That's part. That's part of the joy of being married. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows about the like the honey do list and like all that kind of stuff. That's that's part of the joy of being married, right? I don't let that shit happen to me. I told my I told my wife like she wanted me to build her a shelf or something, and I said, "Well, aren't there like videos on YouTube or something?" Mm -hmm. Did we talk about Mister Girl Cuck Porn? Yes. On Sunday? Yeah, that was fucking blew my mind. Not in a good way. <laughs> Chat for $10 says, I have an OnlyFans girlfriend, and she asked me how my day is going and called me babe. And for a lot of men, I think they really need that intimacy as long as they don't think it's real. Yeah, I think, I think that is what a lot of guys want. They do want that emotional intimacy. So. Yeah, it's sad. 
I mean, I think the incels thing is super sad. I don't like people making fun of incels and stuff like that. I think it's it's fucked up. Wait, Chad, are you saying that you have a girlfriend who does OnlyFans? Or are you saying you subscribe to someone on OnlyFans who is like your quote OnlyFans quote girl like finger quote girlfriend who like tells you the stuff? I I don't know which way to interpret that. Mm -hmm. Uh. Ostracy for $10 says, Sitch's OnlyFans argument seems so weird. The status argument seems flawed because the only person lower status than the guy paying for OnlyFans is the guy with an OnlyFans girlfriend. I mean, everyone calls them cucks. Well, it I don't know if that's actually true. It depend, I think it depends entirely on their own relationship. Because from the other hand, it's like, wait a minute. You're paying a girl just to look at her, just to pretend that she's your girlfriend, so that she can go turn around and take that money to her real boyfriend and then they can go spend time, you know, eating fancy foods and having sex. And that's the cuck. Does that really make sense? Yeah, so much of it is. I just I think you must have a very low jealousy level because I'm not talking. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I understand. I understand the jealousy argument. Completely. Why do you think I said I personally wouldn't want my girlfriend to do OnlyFans for multiple reasons? Well, the the reason that I bring it up is because your argument is the people are going to spend money on them and they're going to go to on holiday and enjoy the money. Well, with their boyfriend, with their boyfriend, exactly. That's the, but that means that you're, listen, that means listen, the person paying listen, is the listen. You're not letting me finish. You're not yeah, letting okay. me finish. Right. Okay. On holiday. Yeah. Is it a holiday when the your your boyfriend is just insanely jealous the whole time? You can't stop thinking about all the girls, all the guys that you're texting about how you want to suck their dicks. Is he well, really I, having a good time on this holiday of his? If if she's doing that, obviously, yeah. When she when 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 she's like uh, out to dinner and she's like, "Oh, right. just one sec, I got to tell this guy I'm gonna suck his dick later." Ah, you know. Yeah, but you're adding just, you're adding elements to it, right? Like if you're if okay, you're, okay. So if, let's say yeah. let's say he says, mm -hmm. "Listen, honey, right? Can you just? I know you have to tell these guys and pretend that you're gonna suck their dicks all night long and how much you want to fuck them, but right. can you just keep that to yourself and not tell me about it? You still know what's going on. No, no. Okay, so no, you're still adding elements to it. So let's we'll, let's have two different situations. Mm -hmm. Let's use Amaranth as the example here. Okay, okay. So if Amaranth is making fifty million dollars. Right. Mm -hmm. Selling nude pictures of herself. Right. Okay. So a bunch of guys are jacking off to her videos and her right. pictures. Um, and she takes a $50 million that a bunch of people are paying her and then turns around and exclusively has sex with her husband. Okay. And, and her and her husband, you know, buy, you know, big house and fancy car, go on all these vacations, eat nice food. Okay. Who's the cuck in this situation? Is it the husband? who millions of or thousands of men are paying just to look at his wife and yet he's the one that actually gets to have well, sex no, with to her? Talk, no, to talk to his or, wife too. Right, but well, but I don't know, but that's, you're adding an element. Okay, so that's scenario one. Now scenario two, just that, let's do a different, let's look, do the opposite you're, of that. You're wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. You're setting up a situation stop, that doesn't stop, exist. Stop, You're the one subtracting stop. elements. I'm going to make your argument, but you interrupted me. Scenario two would be the inverse of that. Okay. Scenario two is we have Amaranth. She's all these guys are paying her money. 
And she spends all her time or most of her time constantly not just selling pictures of herself nakedly, but texting these guys, right? Talking about, oh, how, you know, she wants to be intimate with them or how's their day or whatever, sucking their dick or, you know, whatever the fuck she's doing for all this money. Mm -hmm. Assuming Amaranth is even doing this. This is scenario two. So much so that when the, like, like she's, she's spending most of her time, you know, she goes out to a nice restaurant with her husband and it's like, oh, the, you know, she's spending a lot of time at the restaurant or all her time. She's, you know, she's fucking DMing with, you know, her only fan, only fan simps about how, you know, she wants to have sex with them. In that scenario, I would agree with you. In that scenario, then the husband is the cuck. I found the solution, though. Okay. So that's why I'm saying there's two different scenarios here. And I don't think you can attribute a universal cuckdom label to either person without knowing what exactly is the situation that's going on there. Okay, I found the solution here. <laughs> oh, you put the thing in the... You can change it, obviously. Okay. Back it up. Well, I just wanted a graphic up. So uh, you changed the situation. Um, well, hold on a second. I, f I found the solution, right? In the Amaranth situation, I found the solution, but this solution is not going to work in the girl who makes $300 on OnlyFans, okay? In the situation right. where the girl makes $300 on OnlyFans, it's going to be your girlfriend who's texting the guys, telling them how she, they wanna, she wants to suck their dicks all night long. Well, okay? I think she'd have to... If she, if, if and you're not going to be going on where, any vacations, okay? If there's a situation <laughs> where... You know, she was making no money except for like one guy who's the big spender. Then that would probably that could definitely happen. Yeah, right. And you're not going on any vacations because you're literally barely paying. Rent, That's why I said so. situationally dependent. Yeah. But in the Amaranth situation, mm -hmm. you just hire a bunch of, you know, guys to text the other guys about. You do the Andrew Tate maneuver. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And Amaranth isn't even dealing with the guys. So right. Then, so, but okay. So in that situation, then the people that are her only fans are like super. They're cucks. super cucks. Yeah, because they're right, not even yeah. talking to Amaranth, and Amaranth right. is jet setting around with her actual boyfriend, and her boyfriend is very strict about how I don't want you sending any right. explicit text messages or, right, talking to any of these, any of these other people and that's probably what's happened i don't know if she does dm people but if she does it's probably not her yeah i probably so yeah any of the big any of the big only fans models have probably come to this solution just because it would make the relationship so much more stable it would be like i it would be basically be like your wife is doing playboy magazine and just not even really interacting with the fans right right yeah yeah which no, you, that was always a big, that was always a big thing. You know, the celebrity would have their wife do Playboy, and you know they'd be like, "Yeah, that's what I'm sleeping with tonight." Sucker. Like they were bragging, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it was like not really. Your wife was in Playboy. That upped your status. That didn't down your status in any way, shape, or form. You're like, "That's right." All you guys whacking off to my wife. <laughs> but OnlyFans, I think it's the component that. When someone the personal can, aspect, yeah. When someone can say, "Well, not only am I whacking off to your wife, look, she just messaged me about how she wants to suck my big fat cock." It's like, yeah, I I would agree with that. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Yeah, that's yeah. not um, that's not sure. great. Yeah, but I don't I don't think people are looking at it through that lens. I think people are just kind of making this blanket judgment mm -hmm. that I don't think is really based on something logical. So, mm hmm. Well. This is where I have trouble with you because, well, no, because jealousy is very you just logical. Gave, wait, but I, I, that's that's fair, that's true. But the example you just gave is the perfect example because 
I think nowadays, like, I think a big chunk of the only, like, oh my God, you know, the whole people that get like so riled up about like this argument about like the, the boyfriend's a cuck on the OnlyFans, they would say that the guy whose wife gets photographed by Playboy is a cuck too. You're, I think you're right. I think they only, so. it's like a jealousy move. It's like bring yeah. down the guy because I'm jealous. Maybe, maybe I didn't even think about it from that angle. That's an interesting point. Um, but yeah, because I remember what you're saying. That was like an that idea has completely gone away now. When it used to be the exact opposite. You'd be like, oh, I'm bragging. Right. So, what a great stream today, man. There you go. We had good now, numbers I don't, too and an interesting conversation. I think if I think the people that are like dating porn stars, like they have to have like some kind of abnormal low, low level of jealousy because that's like insane to me. Yeah. I don't know how they put People up with that. People are in open relationships. I don't, I mean, I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, that too. I'd, that my too. hair would turn, my hair would fall. <laughs> I mean, I'd be just crazy. Well, like, porn's even worse than open relationship because open relationship is like, you know, how often are they doing it, right? But porn's like, that's like literally their job. <laughs> like, they're going to go do this, like, you know. You've seen, oh, what's, what's the movie with Dirk Diggler? Uh, I can't remember it. Dirk Diggler? Yeah, it's about the porn industry. I haven't seen this movie. Come on. It's got Roller Girl in it. Yeah, oh, oh, Footloose. Oh, not Footloose. Um, Footloose. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. I was like, Footloose. That's not Footloose. Uh, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights, yeah. You've seen Boogie Nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the William H. Macy character, his wife is like, fucking everybody in that movie and he finally like shoots her in the driveway and then blows his head off yeah you're like i get that <laughs> i totally get that that makes I, I don't, sense I, why, would you, I, why would you put up with it in the first place ever get to that point i mean because he was like uh look he was dating a super hot chick and probably banging this she probably rocked his world and he couldn't get it out of his mind i guess he's like i will put up with anything Oh, apparently he wouldn't. Well, not ultimately, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Chaffer Tower says girlfriend was sarcasm. Oh, okay, thank you. A few dollars for flirting is similar to going to a bar or watching a stream. It is sad, but men work a lot, and it's hard to be thirty plus and meet women in this insane age. Well, that's a fair point. Yeah, that's I don't. Fair point. That's why I don't. Man, if in my eyes, if you subscribe to an OnlyFans model, you're not gonna. I'm not going to say that you're a simp or a cuck or anything. What the hell? It, for me, it's like, it, what's the difference between that and watching a porn? <laughs> Better Memphis for five says, healthy competition, Alabama based site called only fams. Oh, wow. There you go. That's like awful. It. Where's Ian's eyes? I, I miss Ian's eyes. I have them in here somewhere. What are you doing? What's happening? Trying to bring up a, a graphic. Oh. Uh, Paste for five dollars says, I don't see the OnlyFans girlfriend as a cuckold cuckoldry. I see it as pimping your girl. See, yeah, I agree. That's how I that's kind of the that's how I see it. So which is not great either. I knew a guy who used to live in the apartment complex that we that we lived in whose wife was a porn star and he would always <laughs> brag about how she had slept with Ron Jeremy and What? Yeah. Why would you why would you brag about that? I mean it was a it was like 
a mystery to me too. <laughs> I mean, this guy, I guess he must have really got off on on being a cuck. Like that was something that just really. I mean, I got to tell you though, the guy was this, probably the stupidest human being I've ever met on the planet. Oh, like he right. was just barely capable of communication. Well, and, that, um, that's that's interesting. <laughs> and the the communication between him and his wife, like I never really heard her say anything. And he kind of just they spoke to each other in like grunts and 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 <laughs> it's just very uh very like nonverbal communication interesting interesting yeah. but i mean you know me i'm a person i'm fascinated by people. listen I, I think if, if he's basically like half monkey half man i mean you know you gotta take what he can get right i all there was um look i have i kind of have them cataloged in my mind when i encounter just off the chart stupidity for me mm -hmm. it's it is fascinating because I, I often wonder, how does this person really function in the world? Because I'm obviously mm -hmm. seeing a very different picture of the world than this person is. Right, right. Yeah. There was one woman in Louisiana that I encountered when I was, I had to, uh, I was buying a car from the woman's husband and she had to go to the DMV with me to get it transferred. Right. And I mean, it came up um that they they were charging her basically taxes to sell me the car and she just could not understand it and i was trying to explain it to her for like five minutes ten minutes <laughs> like what are the taxes that she has to pay for selling you the car it was like we, a title transfer tax or something yeah something like that oh, okay yeah but we had already agreed to the price so i wasn't gonna right. like i didn't want to pay the taxes i wanted her to pay the taxes but and what she was it? it was like five bucks or something. Well, I think it was like, I mean, I think the car was only like six hundred bucks, maybe. Yeah. So it couldn't have been. Adams arguing. Adams are spending like, like twenty minutes arguing with an idiot in the DMV over. It was like forty. Look, listen. I was a at the time. I was. <laughs> I know you were working in the bar. I, I was a yeah. I was waiting tables at like a pizza I restaurant. I yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't made of money. Like Fair enough. this car I bought was a complete wreck. Yeah. The front like end of it was completely it. smashed in, but it was a convertible. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> yeah. It was a convertible Plymouth Valiant and the top still worked and it was an automatic top. I'd never had an automatic top. I was like, I don't care if this car's the front end <laughs> is smashed in. This car is amazing. Yeah. So yep. six hundred bucks seemed fair, but I wasn't gonna pay like the thirty nine dollars. The dollar more, whatever they oh, yeah, wanted in taxes. Lot, yeah. So I kept trying to explain to her. I'm like, listen, we already agreed on the price, and she was like, but this is the thing. She was arguing just as much with the the DMV lady that there shouldn't be taxes on this, and I'm like, well, that's you're not gonna. What do you want the DMV lady to do about it? Is you're not gonna convince the D. Like that's where I was like, okay, this lady is just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like completely stupid but i was right. a little bit fascinated by it so i was like let's just see where this goes <laughs> you're just egging you're just standing there like egging your own like kind yeah of. it is unfair kind <laughs> of you kind of like fade back away. kind of i i mean that was kind <laughs> of the situation that was going on i was oh like maybe God. i'll get this you know i i think dmv workers are probably not very bright i'm like maybe i can get wow. them in a little back 
Look, do you, I, I'm genuinely fascinated by people. I think maybe you're not as much. I think you're like, I know. Listen, I, whenever I, when I've met people that are like unusual, mm -hmm. I, I am fascinated. I'm like, how is this person like real? Yes. <laughs> yes. I am very fascinated by You're it. reading my mind. That's exactly yes. what I was, ha yes. what was happening with me. Like the guy was like, he, I can't, I think I, he actually owned like a used car dealership and that's how I found the car. And mm -hmm. he's like, yeah, my wife will go over to the DMV to do the paperwork and all this. And I had to drive her over there. And I mean, it was just like, I was <laughs> just dumbfounded. I, I got you. I understand. Do you know the story of the guy who got hit by the railroad tie that got thrust through his brain? Of course. That's a <laughs> I very felt like, famous yeah. story in psychology. I was like, I this is that lady. <laughs> Well, no, he, he see with him, he didn't become stupid, mm -hmm. which is why it was interesting. Well, he did kind of though. He changed. Yeah, but he it became he became emotionally unbalanced. Yeah, he'd be very quick to anger. He would become very aggressive. Phineas Gage, that was his name. Phineas yeah. Gage, yeah, exactly. See, look, look at there's the irony. His literal his name is fucking Gage, and he got oh, a I know metal thing. That's the simulation, just totally yeah, screwing with us. Yep. So now you, yep. what, who's one of those people on your stupid list or do you even keep a list? Um, I, I'm not mean, so I don't mm -hmm. keep a list. Lance isn't even on the list. I mean, Lance, Lance is, is on the list. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've had, I've had interactions with people and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> what is happening here? I feel like I've had more inter interactions with people that weren't stupid, but were just like so emotionally unstable. I'm like, how are you not in prison? Oh, that's, those people are scary. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just that to me is even more bizarre because I'm like, what the like, what the fuck is this guy's story? And it's weird because, like, all the guys I've met that are like that, there's like, very quickly you know what's happening. Like, there's just a vibe when you meet this person. You're like, this person should be in jail. Yeah, there was a guy at my school that was like that, and he ended up targeting one of my friends, my friend Todd, and he actually. No, actually, he targeted Todd and he targeted Garth, and Garth mm -hmm. changed schools because it was just like this. He thought this guy was going to kill him. Jeez, what was he doing? Just messing with him every day, like you know, walking behind him and throwing shit at him and stuff like that. Damn. Yeah, it was not good. And I always last the last time I saw that guy, there were like mm -hmm. these concert in the park things, and like a huge crowd started forming, like fight, fight, fight. And guess who it was? I don't. I don't want to say his name. Kevin was his first name, but it, it I was like, and man, that fight! Oh God, it was brutal. Blood was going everywhere. I mean, it was like someone is gonna die. Jeez. And I was thinking about Garth. I was like, yeah, Garth was right. He's good on him for changing schools. Now, like I see, when I went to schools, when everything was like so, um, it was like the beginning of the mm -hmm. anti-bullying arc. Mm -hmm. So there was nothing like that crazy. Like in school, like a lot of the weird experiences I had were like after school. Because like when I was in school, it was a lot of like protection, you know, a lot of uh, you couldn't really bully people, which is good. I mean, I'm in favor. Yeah, but, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Um, or if there was a lot of bullying, I wasn't I wasn't privy to it. I don't know what was going on outside my view. So. Were you following the case of that kid, that the 14-year-old that murdered... One of his classmates, he stabbed her to death like 142 times. It was a 
yeah court I do case. Remember that. Yeah. Did you watch any of it? I mean, I think no. I remember Nick Ricada was. I think Nick Ricada might have covered some of it. Mm. That guy. I listened to the psychologist summary. Uh, well, no, this. Yeah, there was like a psychologist video where he talked during his sentencing hearing, mm-hmm. and I just I kept thinking of that guy from high school. I'm like, this is. It's just. It's a, he... They're psychopaths. They're total psychopaths. So it was the guy that that stabbed them. Was he the bully, or is he the one being bullied? And he stabbed? he was the bully. He was totally okay. the bully, and he. I mean, they. Why one did he do the, it then? He did it because he wanted to kill somebody. Because he wanted uh-huh. to. He was super obsessed with gore. He would look up all the. I see. He just literally snuff like films that. on yeah. on uh, the dark web and all kinds right, right. of yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And um, he lured this girl off to the woods and stabbed her a bunch of times, and left her for Christ. dead. And then he's the same kid that put. He did a video in the back of the cop car, making fun like a TikTok or something. Just oh man! How did he do when he was actually was arrested? After when they arrested him, he did a TikTok in the back of the car and was like mocking he, the family. How and did stuff. he have access to, to his phone? He had his phone in his he, pocket. He's was what, he handcuffed? Was he not handcuffed? I no, he was like fourteen years old. I think they still would handcuff a fourteen year old that stabs. <laughs> he was in the back of the police car with like a friend or something. I don't oh, know. It's like a seen, famous. Seen it's like That's a famous wild. TikTok. Yeah, I haven't seen it. So I'm, they're not going to handcuff him because. You know they're they're taking him down to the police station for questioning. They don't want him to think he's like a suspect or anything. Oh, he, this is before. Yeah, she's okay, gotcha. she's like a missing person. Right, right. Gotcha, so gotcha, they're gotcha. saying, you know, we're just gonna take you down to the stu- you know, to ask you some questions about, you know. So, <laughs> uh, you know, they don't want to. They want him to talk as much as possible. So, right. Whatever. They didn't. But not only that, when they put him in. When they, when they put him in jail after mm-hmm. he basically confessed, pleaded guilty in the murder, but in in jail he was using the murder to bully people out of their commissary treats. Which I'm is telling just, you, my version of death penalty works better every day. What what is it? <laughs> That only should be for people that commit crimes when they're in jail. Well, this is a 14-year-old, mind you. Well, that kid is fucked forever. I mean, I don't think he he's got gonna... he got life in prison because of this. Because they, he they just... assume he's a psychopath and he's, he's un... a psychopath. Yeah, yeah, he's un he's unrehabilitatable. Yes. Yeah. Crazy, but that's the thing. We talked to you know Mr. Important. He doesn't. He doesn't. I think 5% of the population are psychopaths. I don't think it's 5%. That's probably way too high. What? You think 5% of the population? Look it up. Antisocial personality disorder. Yeah. I think it's at least uh, 5%. It's like 5% in men and maybe like 2% in women. The the thing is, that 5%. It's 3%? That's still much higher than I would have thought. Yeah. So that's for the entirety of the spectrum of antisocial personality disorder. Okay. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. It's a massive range from 0.2% to 3%, so we don't really know. Okay, cuz we haven't really studied it. Okay. Well, yeah, well, so 3% really is the high it. estimate. 3 is the high end estimate, yeah. Right. Yeah, some of those people, you know, they do well for themselves. They get into politics. <laughs> some of those people end up killing a girl because they want to know what it, 
it's like. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure if, if you were to combine all of the personality disorders that are like like that, maybe you could get up to 5%. So. I'm glad we're not like that, Sitch. Most of those people, you know, it's, it's not like a movie, though, you know, so like, oh, the... Uh, the total anti, you know, total sociopath who blends in, you know, and is like a politician or a famous doctor. It's like, no, no, these people all just go to jail, essentially, mostly. Very few of them are able to like blend in well enough. Well, the, a lot of people think a lot of them are like prosecutors and stuff like that because you, you can't think There's about not it. that many that, that managed to slip through. Uh, I think you're being optimistic the okay eric mm -hmm. i heard that eric <laughs> harris eric harris from the columbine shootings was yeah. a, was a psychopath and yeah i know Derek klebel was a manic depressive i know it's walmart adam krigler oh that must be talking about ian did you see um adam sent me an unrelated topic <laughs> Adam sent me a video. I did someone send this to you? How did you find this? What do you mean? That vid the uh the Michael Knowles video. Oh, you want to bring that up? <laughs> I don't want to watch it, but we can talk about it really briefly. Okay. So there's a stereotype of like people that are very anti LGBT that are right wing are all secretly gay. Right? Mm -hmm. Like that's like the stereotype. I never really no. believed that. I never believed that no. stereotype. I thought it was just like left wing propaganda, right? Uh -huh. I think that's true now. <laughs> You've been convinced? Oh, I mean, I don't know, because there's all the rumors about Steven Crowder being secretly gay. And then you sent me this fucking video of Michael Knowles when he's in college. It did a college film. It's all about him being fucking gay. I know. And, and it's right up front. He just, it, he's like gay from, from scene one. Well, no, it's like, he's like, I was just skimming it, so I don't know if you actually watched it. It seemed like it was a movie where he's like trying to be in a relationship with a girl, but he realizes he's gay at the end. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and it's like there's all these scenes of him shirtless with another guy. I'm like, Jesus, like Michael Knowles has been repressively gay this whole time. It all makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I couldn't make that movie. I'd be like, mm, this script is not for me, guys. <laughs> I just, I was, I, it was so, I would never in a million years have suspected like see shirtless michael knowles rubbing up on some guy when he was in college look you to make that movie you have to be like either you either you don't either you don't you have to be have very left-wing or gay yeah exactly either you really or don't have gay. a problem with you know acting homosexual or just you know being in a homosexual type situation mm -hmm. or you do, and you're super desperate to become famous, and you think like this is my big shot right uh, here. Maybe, and you're just like kind of. I think he's just wincing all the way through it. I think he's a self-hating gay. Oh, it plays really? in the stereotype too well. Hmm. As me for fifteen myrs says both of OnlyFans subs and the OnlyFans boyfriend seems like cucks to me. Maybe it's because I feel that exclusivity of the relationship is important when dating or marriage. Well, I agree with the second part. Complete. I think I think both can be cucks depending on the situation. I agree with the second part. I think exclusivity is very important when dating or being in a marriage. I completely agree with that. Um, I just don't know if that automatically goes into that cuck definition, but I agree. Exclusivity is very very important for for me too. 
I don't really psychologically understand people that are able to get into open relationships. Uh, I just, I don't know. I can't wrap my, I, I'm, I'm guessing you just got to be born that way. Cause I don't, I don't know if you can, I just, I don't think I could ever be taught to accept that. Yeah. Cause as soon as your wife comes home, you know, from screwing some other guy, you're going to be yeah, like, Hmm, I'm going to be thinking about this incessantly. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know. That's gross. But like, how do you move on from that? I don't know. I, I I wouldn't be able to. I'd be like, oh my god. Majin for five dollars says, "All right, Sitch, would you date a chick who's been to Dubai alone?" <laughs> Tell me no, Sitch. <laughs> there you go. I mean, how hot is she? Right? What are we talking about? Look, this is the thing too. You asked the question incorrectly, because of course Sitch would date a girl who's been to Dubai alone. Now, would he marry that girl after he had sex oh. with her a bunch of times? Probably not. There you go. This there is this is what people are not telling women. Oh, sure. A guy will date you. A guy will pretend to want to one day eventually marry you. Sure. Wink, wink. Mm -hmm. But he's thinking something completely different. That is true. I think that's a good point. Yeah. Men are very good at that. Men are playing the game too. They're like, I can be deceitful. Uh, I'm just gonna be around for the ones that are, to that are topic relevant. I will, we'll read them all afterwards. But Good Emperor for eight months says, What do you think about the rent a girlfriend or rent a boyfriend since we are talking on the OnlyFans cheating topic? Um, yeah, I wouldn't want to. So, you know, like in, I assume you're talking about like in, you know, in, in like Japan, they have like the weird cuddling service and shit like that. Is that what you're talking about? Is that what rent a boyfriend, rent a girlfriend is? I don't know. Uh, rent a boyfriend. Do you need to rent a boyfriend? Perhaps there's a wedding coming up for someone you know and you're invited with a guest. Maybe you want to show off to someone. Doesn't sound no like matter you have the to reason, there. There's a website called rentafriend.com. <laughs> is this fucking real? Oh my God. That's wild. Rentafriend.com. This is a real website. Holy shit. Nice. Um, wow. Yeah, I wouldn't be with a, I would not be in a relationship with a person who was a rent, a boyfriend, or a girlfriend, even if they weren't doing anything sexual. I still wouldn't God, do that. That's weird. A... That's weird. So, you're so possessive. Oh, yeah, like you would. Jeez. You need to watch more Vosh videos. There you go. <laughs> Blaine's Escape Quarter for $2 says, Sitch, all of A-Team knew Amaranth's argument was fake. There you go. True. I don't think it was fake. I don't think it was Look, fake at he's all. he's still buying that shit, guys. Okay. That's how. All right. Look, that's how. Why do you think? Why, why are you all assuming it was fake? Based on what? Everyone knows it was fake. Based on what? What do you mean? Everyone I think she it. came out and said it was fake. She did not say that. No. She did not say that. Are you sure? And even if she did, wouldn't her coming out and saying it was fake mean it was more likely not fake? Like she was trying to cover up for it? No. That would be her coming clean. She's like, listen. No, sure. All of you simps who I've been pretending to DM with but really have hired very, very ugly uh, disabled women... <laughs> To DM with you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. 
But you just got to know how the internet works. Someday you'll get it. And David Puff says, I'm a professional cuddler. I just have no clients right now. There you go. Well, we'll get you uh, some Rick... clients, David. Don't you worry. There you go. Ladies... Adam wants to hire you full service. No, I was going <laughs> to... I was gonna, just going to advertise his services here on the live stream, Sitch. I wasn't going to pay for him. Uh, Rich Jammer for 12 months. Thanks so much for me. 12 months free. We'll take a rich. Amazing. Says, amazing. Says 12 months. Sip, uh, Sitch and Adam simp here. Instead of watching these videos myself, I watch Simp and Adam react. Sitch. I keep saying simp now because it's in my brain. Sitch and Adam react to them and enjoy it. Am I being video cucked by Sitch and Adam? Instead of uh, watching no, of these vids not. myself. Well, I mean, it is more fun to watch these vids with a friend. I watch I these vids I, yeah. and I, I'm like, who watches this vid? Seriously. Oh my God, Could, it's painful. I don't. I couldn't watch these videos if it wasn't for the stream. And I feel like a lot of people who watch us couldn't watch these videos like alone. It would be, oh, it'd be, it's like watching a bad movie. You just sit in your room alone watching a bad movie. That's a, a bad experience, right? Yeah. You watch yeah. it with friends. I've been it's watching funny. The Mandalorian with my wife and she pretends that it's bad, but I think she really likes it. I'm always, I'm making fun of it because it's just, it's so ridiculous to me. That's funny. She's and like embarrassed to like it. And every like, once hey. in a while, every once in a while she'll throw out like, uh, oh, well, this like... is ridiculous, but I think she's just doing it to make me happy. Mm -hmm. I think really, if I wasn't there, she wouldn't say that stuff. Right. She'd be like, oh my God, this is amazing. Probably. Probably. It's okay. You know. As long uh, as she... Adam knows because he saw the movie for $5. I like that. That's a Oh, true. One. Says you can get lefties to understand conservatism is to point out that they are climate conservatives. There you go. There you go. That will work. I don't know. I don't hmm. think that would work, but you could try it. Let's see. I read that one. Nathan Maximus for $5. Thank you so much, Nathan. Says, so thankful that you guys are here. Well, thank you. This day at work has sucked, and I need the distraction. Well, you're very well. I'm so glad so many of our fans listen at work. That's so amazing oh, to me. It like, is. I, used to, I worked in a factory when I was a kid and man oh <laughs> listening to stuff was when adam great. was 11 year old working in the stitching factory yeah i was i was basically a child slave yep yeah uh andrew clark for five dollars says progressive progressives in anime from the u.s want to change the anime made in japan to be more progressive how does that fit into your progressive conservative dichotomy well, i mean it fits in exactly i, I don't I'm not sure what to explain there. Yeah. What's what? What would? What's the question? I don't even understand the question. What's the question? Does that make sense on progressives face? want I mean, to change Jap Japanese anime to be more progressive? Yes, to, to align with their progressive values. Right, because it's too, it it's too it objectifies women too much. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, if it was. 40 years ago they'd say it's it um degrades women too much that's what they would say 
Mm, well, I guess right. it's degrading women the same way. Right. Look at that. The conservatives were like, these women need to cover up. They're hussies. They're well, that's, why I thought, that's why I thought the cheerleading argument is kind of interesting because that is a perfect example of, you know, the left advocating for something and then getting it and then advocating against it. Right. They still have the they still have the intuition. They're like, yeah. Well, they're still whores, but we need well, a new like, argument now because we already use that argument. Well, it shows how, like, oh, the like, it's interesting to me that as long as something is framed as oppressive, mm-hmm. right? Like the framing of the argument, I think, controls people's True. position on the argument far more than like whatever the outcome is. Okay. <laughs> So it's women, uh, conservatives are women need to stay covered and the progressives are like, you're oppressing them. You're oppressing women's right to right. you know choose, right? They need to take off their clothes. Yeah. You're degrading them. Let them f- be free. Then they oh. take off their clothes. Hubba hubba. Like, oh, you're oppressing them with your male gaze. Yeah, exactly. You need to cover up. They're forever being oppressed, no matter how much, how much, how many clothes they're wearing. Hey, uh, Jack H for five dollars says society needs both lib and conservative viewpoints to thrive. Not unlike both car pedals, we wouldn't get to the utopia faster if we just removed the brake pedal. True, you just crash into a wall and die. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, great point. Uh, Indigo Turtle for 10 months, thanks so much, says, in the righteous mind, height explains that conservatives and moderates are better at predicting and explaining progressive views than the inverse. True. A lot of people hammering that home for Mr. Important. Yes. Yes. Oh, I forgot my fan. Damn it. Christoph Keating for five euros says, leftist, uh, colon, conservative equal ignorant. Same leftist. It was before I was born, so I don't know anything about it. Oh. Uh, Mr. Dolphin for 11 months says, I've never been more pessimistic about politics before in my life. People arguing about Christians and trans people were innocent when innocent children are dead. F me. Oh, I know. Oh, we're going to shoot um, Well, demoralized by what I'm seeing well, on Twitter. I'm not, because that's to be expected. Like, whenever these shootings occur, it always instantly becomes like a weird politicized Twitter fight. So I guess I just expect it now. But... Yeah. Uh, Torque Fork, thanks so much for joining the Free Will Seekers. Mm-hmm. That was interesting about Galileo's moon mountains. That's kind of funny. <laughs> that is kind of funny. I like the idea that like the experts at the time were like, no, planetary bodies are perfect spheres. How dare they have moons on, I mean, mountains on them. It's just like a weird thing to get like ass blasted over. Hmm. Uh, Lucius Cornelius Sulla for $10 says, sorry if you talked about this already, but what are your thoughts on the Florida principal who got fired because students saw Michelangelo's David? Personally, I think art nudity is kosher. I am completely unfamiliar with this story. I mean, Michelangelo's David is not exactly pornography by today's standards. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me look this up. Looks like CD Michelangelo's did. David sparks debate about parental rights in Florida. They got the the David Dick right in the every picture. Oh, really? And nobody's yep. upset about it. Well, I mean, every time they show the picture of David, they always got the full full dick. That's the one that Jonathan Haidt used to use in his moral foundation speech. 
when he was about talking what? about the moral foundations of liberals and conservatives. How mm-hmm. liberals look at David and don't think anything of it, and conservatives look and think, boy, we need a leaf there. Oh. Let's see. Every year, sixth grade students at Tallahassee Classical School have been taught and shown pictures of Michelangelo's David statue. But this one thing's going to rise, sparking an apology letter to parents in an emergency school board meeting and a principal's resignation. On Monday, even the museum that houses the sculptures in Italy took notice. That's unimportant. Uh, the squabble had been brewing for weeks in the K-12 charter school and was a charter school in Leon County, Florida. After students in sixth grade art history class were taught about the Renaissance, Along the Michelangelo sculpture, the lesson also included images of the painting, the creation of Adam and the birth of Venus. Oh, my God. I love the name of that painting because it could go either way. It could be the creation of Adam. God created it or the God is the creation of Adam's brain. Uh, Oh, is that was that intentional? Yes. Interesting. I never thought about it that way. That is cool. At the heart of the anger was that, unlike in years past, parents were not informed. What is it? Unlike in years past, the parents were not informed of the artwork ahead of time. Hope Carasquilla, I know I'm betraying that, uh, who had been principal at Tallahassee Classical for about nine months, said an email notifying parents had been written, but the administration accidentally forgot to send it. I made the assumption the letter went out and I didn't follow up on it, she told NPR. It's my responsibility to make sure these things happen. But honestly, we did not have to send a letter out regarding Renaissance art. According to her, two parents were upset they did not receive a letter and one parent complained more specifically about the nudity, equating it to pornographic material. The school later sent an apology to the parents of the sixth grade class for the oversight. Uh, She also spoke to the art history teacher who made an off-color comment asking students to not tell their parents about the lesson. (laughs) That's fine. Uh, despite the measures earlier this month, Barney Bishop III. Oh, is this like a parochial school? Or that's his name is Bishop. Not that he is a bishop. Uh, the chair of the school board met with the principal and gave her the option to either resign or be terminated without cause. That's kind of fucking pathetic. Jeez. Uh, he... She decided to resign. Quote, I've always desired good for the school. I care deeply for the school, faculty, blah, blah, blah. Uh, she said she's not giving a specific reason for the ultimatum, adding that she suspects art history lesson played a role. Well, obviously. She felt, though, however, that Bishop had been unhappy with her for months. Oh, so maybe it was just an excuse. That's what happened with a lot of these political firings. So, Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. It's all politics. Uh, Bishop told NPR, it's not the showing of the pictures. It's the process. Parents are decided are entitled to decide whether any topic, any subject, any use of particularly sensitive words are going to be discussed in the classroom. If they don't feel it's appropriate for the age of their child, they're entitled to make that decision. Is I mean, is this really over? They just show, showed a picture of of they showed David creation of Adam and birth of Venus. I mean, listen, if you're birth sixth of Venus grade is parent, kind of hot. I mean, that one's racy. If you're a sixth grade parent and you're fucking caroning, sewing out over those pictures of Renaissance art, I think you need to roll a pair. That's that's ridiculous. Oh my god. Uh, who drew this picture? Uh, I think CT did. We have. Uh, we have. Oh, this is. Um, 
CT drew that darn kiddeth. That's that darn kiddeth with the shade fan from Candace saying, I do declare. And there you go. I like it. Look at she's a little, she's a little cat sheriff. Yeah. I like the, I like the well, bling. She's got on the her fan too. Got the fan. She's got the bling on her claws. I like it. Beautiful. I do declare. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Become the knight. Thank you so much for joining the free will seekers. Become the knight for five dollars says I just wanted the emojis. Well, there you go. I'm glad you have access now. That's why I did it. The emojis are based. What are you talking about? Bro. We got Sam Bro. Cedar sucking Sewing out. Yeah. <laughs> Roll Roland Martin. I always, uh, now it's it's permanently Brianna Greyjoy to me, which is not good because it's not really a key word. <laughs> jo Brianna Joy what? Gray, right? Is it? What is Brianna Joy Gray? Oh, you mean she's saying her name wrong? Yeah, we keep calling her Greyjoy, but I need to change. That sounds it. so much better. I need to change. His, Brianna oh, Greyjoy. But when we do pay it in, the woke price, I. But when we do it in. In clips and, and chapters. You got spell right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jimmy Cobb for Joe says taxation is theft. There you go. Uh, Kevin Cleasing, thanks so much for joining the Free Wool Seekers. Uh, the Jack of Some Trades. I like that. He's not a Jack of All Trades, just of some. Thank you for joining the Free Wool Seekers. Uh, Tree Boy for $5 says per CRT. Our society, as it is currently structured, even with 100% black population, it's it would still be structurally racist towards that population. Uh, yes, true. That's a good point. That is a good point. That's an interesting point. Yeah, that is true. Uh, Hostman Socrates for five dollars says he wants to put all working white class people in struggle sessions. LOL, classes. There you go. Uh, Socrates says, really? "Yes." Uh, who does? I'm really important. Struggle sessions? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know about that. Socrates says, uh, "It's not simply taught regarding CRT; it's being applied." True. That is true. Racist baby. That's true. Academic agent. Uh, Philip. My family, parents grew up from Mississippi. Yep. Uh, bra moment for $5 says, Why, Adam, you were doing so good, but your framing invalidated your point as soon as you brought up movies. I love you, Adam. What happened? Well, I don't know. Apparently, you're making some argument against IRI that was really good, but then you brought up a movie and you invalidated your point. I don't remember what... Um, Oh, because I brought up the movie Underneath the Skin, right? That's the movie that invalidated my point. I don't know. I tuned I out when you were talking. So I read the comments. Someone said I they did, really didn't like my Under the Skin movie take. Oh, okay. But, I mean, I, I like that movie. I mean, you should be... No, you, you just like Scott Johansson naked. I know. Movie. You don't actually like the movie. Okay. 
bum bum. Gorosero for two dollars says gay marriage became legal because big bakery dollars. <laughs> there you go. Stug for 12 months. Thanks so much, Stug, for being a 12 months see free wool sticker. Stug says, I'm really important, says the civil rights movement was a CIA psyop to stop communism from defeating the United States of America. I mean, that is the CRT argument. I was surprised that he not only said it, but that he was aware of it. So, well, listen, we'll, we'll pull him away from that. Okay. We'll the say CRT it. thing? No, he's married to we'll that. We can fix him. Okay. We could do a double debate with him and Wicked Supreme. They're friends. There you go. It'd be great. Uh, Butters for $5 says, but did you see what she was wearing, Judge? <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. And then CT for two Canadians says, did you see what that car was wearing? Yeah. Oh, Just yeah. asking to be broken into. True. Did you see and what my Bucati was wearing? Did you see what that car was wearing? Matrix 07012 for 50. Kazark Kazark says... The scar, the car's skirt was too short. The car was asking to be broken into. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Of course. Fondue for Jr. says, "Isn't this the guy that said crime doesn't happen?" Uh oh. Uh, Cody Fakua for four months says she was wearing a short skirt, but was she wearing a new skirt? That's the Ooh, should have read that one while it was here. Yeah. Anna is Anna is doesn't want to be the new skirt anymore. No, no. Is Anna gonna be on a conservative commentator someday? No. Is Anna gonna go work at the Daily Wire as the liberal? Maybe. That'd be funny. Uh Mr. Gets Your One for seven months says default leftist NPC. Get through the video, get rid of him. LOL. <laughs> Mr. Guess was not a fan of IRI. Oh, really? No. Uh, Cynic for 20 Canadian. Thanks so much, Cynic. Says, hey, guys, I've been watching since this channel was PSA Sitch Undaily. Oh, my God. That's forever Finally. ago. That's forever ago. Finally got the chance to watch live. Love the show. Have a nice day. Well, thank you so much. Hope you have a nice day, too. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching forever. Yeah. Uh, some randomest poo for $10. Says, if I was ever a political figure, I would randomly say the first part of 4chan's copypastas to make the Twitter mob flip out about dog whistles. Uh, and then when I'm about to walk away from a reporter shoving their mic into me, I'd lean and whisper, the sign is a subtle joke. There you go. True. Um, Black Hat. Thanks so much for being 12 months. Black Hat. Amazing. Says... Happy anniversary. If you were to take one S-Class member and one A-Team buffoon and have them run the show, who would you pick? S-Class is the best class. You're pick, we're picking an A-Team and an S-Class member? To replace us for one episode. For one episode? Like just someone yeah. from the chat? Yeah. That's tough. I don't know if I have an answer for that. I don't listen. I, I mean, Doomer's, Doomer's A-Team, right? A big tumor. <laughs> well, he said an A-team buffoon, so. Yeah. Did they not? I think they literally said that. They did say an A-team buffoon. Are you saying that Doomer is an A-team buffoon? I mean, I love Doomer. <laughs> yeah. Doomer's in the chat. Hey, Doomer. 
I see him. I'm looking for my... Where's the Doomer emote? Oh, here it is. <laughs> Doomer, are you an A-team buffoon? Doomer isn't A-team. He's just anti-S-class. That's my that's my feeling on it. Yeah. Oh, really? Is that what he said? Okay. Well, that's not what he said. That's what someone else said. Hmm. But... Let's see. I mean, we could... Carl's A-team. We could have Carl step in for me. Which... Carl like... Benjamin. Oh, sorry, God. <laughs> Why not? Okay. Who are you picking? I can't choose. I can't choose between my favorites. Okay. Oh, you're not. Oh, okay. I can't choose. Is there any S class that wants to hang out with Carl for an episode? <laughs> I mean, that could be pretty. I fun. see a lot. Of, I see a lot of S class offering in the chat. Lots of S class offering in the chat. I love all my children equally. Okay. Oh, okay. Where's the A team out there? Except Look, some of you, I love more than others. Forget about Carl. I want one of you guys. There you go. Who is it? Who's stepping up? There you go. Is it Sammy G? I mean, <laughs> I think she's S class, to be honest with you. <laughs> he said, I have a stream explaining why Gojiro Sartro is a superior anime husband, though. There you go. <laughs> is it Good Faith Gary? Look, no, it's gonna be I a know half topic. of I know 49% of you are A team, so where mm -hmm. are you hiding? Is it Sketch? Fondue? Are you coming on for A-Team? Knives? Blaine's Escape Corner? Look at this. Put me in, coach. B-Team ready. No, you're A-Team now. There you go. Sammy G said, I'll tell Carl why the keto diet is stupid with science. Oh, yeah, that's good. Well, we should there set that one up anyway, regardless there of the A-Team yeah. class stuff. Look, how... Should I? Is Red Seats. Pill? Uh huh. This is the thing. So many people are so fucking triggered mm. over words. Just stupid little words. Evolutionary psychology mm. triggered the shit out of not so erudite. We couldn't even have a conversation. Red Did Pill. It? I don't remember that. Red pill. It just triggers people. I could say gender ideology and Doomer will shit his fucking pants. I do not lie. So yeah, I, Doomer, you can't be a team. Okay. Adam says gender ideology too. <laughs> look, I don't I this is the thing. It's it's becoming it's it's starting to be a problem when I do the the stream titles, like I, what word is going to just trigger people? I guess I'm looking for the words that do trigger people, though. So, right. okay, I'll just use right red pill then. That's but red pill has a connotation that we're like, how do I say Doomer's yelling to get the link? Who is Doomer's? Doomer can come in, I don't care, but we're only on for another 15 minutes, so. Well, I don't. How many more super chats do we have? Yeah, we, we got more. We got okay. more. If you if you want to f get quick, you got to stop the admin. So. Well, I just I want to know how I retitle the stream. I took the thing out, but what what do we talk about in the beginning? Like we're trying to what is that? Uh, removing. Um, I'm really important from his ideological echo chamber. Maybe <laughs> how about that? Well, uh, TYT on how to blue pill right wingers crying. Um, I-R-I from 
is how about now how, watching TYT on how to blue pill right wingers with progressive with our progressive guest. I are, you know, I'm really yeah, but we talked about a bunch of other shit in the beginning of the video before we ever got to the the TYT so? video. What was that? What do we call that part? I don't, do we what need we talk... to call it this? Yes. Okay. Don't you know how this works? I don't know how it works. Read, Chat, read some. Super give chats. Adam some title. Uh, I like prying IRI from his ideology. Prying guest. Mm. Prying. Um, I can't say liberal though. This is he, look. He's completely mislabeled himself. Sitch. What he's do I do? He said he's progressive. No, he said he's a liberal, but he's not really well, no, a liberal. Well, he said because he wants to take it back, but he's not using the terms the way that I know. Using them, or I think most people use them nowadays. So prying. Friend of Stug for ten dollars says I'm behind. Let me guess. IRI cannot fathom why somebody would want to help their own community, which is why the only thing he could have been doing Kenosha was to provoke the protesters. Uh, we didn't ask him that specifically, so I don't know. Um, Joe the Make for twelve months. Thank you so much, Joe the Make for twelve months. Says it is an attempt to force a new set of clinical terms on healthcare workers that really nobody in healthcare wants. True. Stug for two dollars says, okay, my guess was wrong, or at least not known. There you go. Uh, aka Batosai for 12 months. Thank you so much for being 12 months. Member says, Sitch, when are you going to go on Counterpoint's Coliseum debate panel? I want to see parking lot hobo fight Sitch, but seriously, it's chill. Oh, uh, yeah, I'd be down. I keep forgetting to message him because I've seen him host talks. I was like, damn, who would have asked me? Who is it? Counterpoints. Oh, okay. He's, yeah, he has some interesting talks that he that he's hosted. So, yeah, I'd definitely be down to go on that. I'll message him. Do it. I know he'd be down to have me on. Uh, Purple Brain for six months. Thank you so much. Says the farmer citizen movement became the largest party in the Dutch Senate recently uh, from zero. Could, should that happen in the U.S. if establishment fucked up? Uh, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't really know or follow the farmer citizen movement in Deutschland. So I, I I don't know, not really super down or familiar with what's going on there. Uh, Blaine's escape quarter for two says he's calling a team degenerate because of us weebs. There you go. I felt I feel like more of the weebs are on the S class. I don't, I don't know. Are there really that many weebs on a team? Uh, no. Well, yeah, I'm sure there are. Yeah, okay. no. Look, I don't have a. We do not have a list of our 18 members, okay? We believe in privacy here. So, we don't you're right. We... Deutschland is Germany, not the Netherlands. Well, listen, why do the, the Deutsch people call their language German and not Dutch? It doesn't make any sense. Tell them to fix that, okay? Uh, Moondoggy for $10 says, this is for A-Team for being the true artist. There you go. Thank you. Love it. Eyes full of sky for $5 says, implying that people don't benefit from their fellow man being happy. I like when other people are happy and treat others well. I think most people do. I think that was his argument, though. I think that's what he was he was saying. Um. Gene the Angry Penguin for five dollars says, "I'm changing my vote to and team, or the Ambersand team. Ambersand puts in the real work. Without an Ambersand, what would y'all be? Sitch hyphen Adam? 
ampersand. That's pretty good. Yeah, That's I guess good. you're right. I like it, yeah. Sometimes we it have is. to ditch the ampersand, though, and go with and because some I platforms know. don't understand the ampersand. I know. Look, just so you know, you're only going to be on 50% of the platforms out there. <laughs> Fondue for five for five dollars says regarding the poll, there's no centrist option. Well, you force my hand. It's class time. All right, enjoy being in the forty nine percent. Well, you were in the forty nine percent too. No, so. we were fifty one. I don't. Oh, what sure. happened that's with that not poll? What the poll said that's not what the poll said, baby. That poll was some. That was a cat turd poll or something. Oh wow. Okay. I see. As soon as the poll doesn't go your way, oh, it's not true. It's fake. Remember when Scott... A little bit of a Donald Trump, are you now? Remember when Scott Adams was like, how many of you knew that it's okay to be white was a meme? It's like everyone's like, yeah. Uh, well, I did. I did. And he's arguing with his chat. None of you did. All of you are liars. Well, listen, he's like a boomer. Okay? I know. God, that I, was he... so funny. That was yeah. so funny. He, I don't remember him calling his chat liars for that, but no, he did. He was okay. he was bent, he was bent out of shape about it, and he was he didn't believe him. <laughs> You're um, all liars. The animal, the Bruce, for four months. Thanks so much, the animal. It says, huh? I got a free one of these. Better waste it. <laughs> Thank you, the animal. Yeah, nice. There you go. Uh, Blaine's Escape Corner for two dollars says oh, Washington has sales tax and progressive programs. Washington D.C. I think they mean Washington State. But... Oh, maybe. Uh, Octracy, thanks so much for being disciplined equals freedom for twelve months. Thank you. Says I'm behind the stream, but I will use my one year to say uh, this guest seems so incredibly dishonest to me. Really? What? That's not my impression. Yeah, I, I feel like he has incredibly extreme views, but wants to play as a liberal or center person. Hmm. That's that was not my interpretation, but I mean, he made the same comment about other people, right? Which makes me think. I don't know. I my whole take is I give people the benefit of the doubt until they do something to make me think, okay, this person's dishonest. Like sharing my DMs. <laughs> like then I'm like, okay, well, this person's not, definitely not to be trusted. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so far, I, IRI hasn't, I haven't gotten any, like this guy was mad talking shit or, no, I, or yeah, sharing I our DMs or, you know, calling us out on Twitter. I mean, he seems like he generally, genuinely likes coming on the show and, Sure, yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I I think he he contradicted himself at some points, but I don't I don't think it was like um I th I think he was being honest in his opinions. Someone said they thought he was being painfully honest. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was my that was my I think he was being honest, yeah. I think he was being very honest. Uh but thank you for the 12 months. Yeah. Uh, Eric Aaron Villarreal for two months says Chank needs half open bloodshot <laughs> I think I think the picture is perfect the way it is. I don't think you want to add too much to it. You don't want to over overwork it. I mean, I think the blunt adds a lot of character. No, the blunt's terrible. Okay. 
As me for six MYRs. MYR says Susan Wojanki has been replaced <laughs> by the other guy. True. 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 I haven't called him Wojanki. Wojanki. Mr. Uh, Paper Wolf Art Janky. for eight months says I refuse this poll because I am a centrist. There you go. There you go. Well, you can't because we won't allow you to. Uh, some randomest poo for twenty dollars. Thank you. Says quote These are solutions. I don't want most of your solutions if they oppose my values. Uh, universal health care goes against individual sovereignty. I don't care if it works better. Yet these solutions are done to me against my Bill. There you go. That sounds aimed at me, but no, that was aimed at IRI. Okay. I think there is a tendency for people on the left to like, and we talked about this before. They they say one of the most common things you hear from the left is, you know, right wingers are voting against their interests. Like they think they can just you know, they can just phrase the argument correctly. They can get them to actually vote in favor of their interest, and suddenly they'll all be you know. Left wingers or progressives. That's kind yeah, of what Chank and Anna believe, I think, too. That's not true. Yeah. They're they but not yet. this is the thing. They yep. want them to vote against their moral interest. And right. Jank and Anna don't even understand their moral interest. So how the hell are you gonna cater to that? <laughs> well, it's kind of a hilariously ironic argument because it's like the left winger who is generally upper middle class who wants to pay higher taxes is blindly saying, why is this, you know, working class right winger voting against his own interests? When they're voting against their own interests. When they're yeah. voting against their own interests for moral reasons too. So yeah. it's just like totally. I don't know, it's so funny. You think they would be able to figure it out, would you? Yeah, you would think. You would think. You don't really ever hear right wingers say that about left wingers. I don't think I've ever heard right wingers say that about left wingers, except for like the weird race nationalist people hmm. but normally right wingers don't ever say oh you're that. right they do because they say you're voting white against people your like, racial like, interest hmm. interesting people are gonna like tune in and be like what is happening when well, they just see this giant like deer leader chink <laughs> people like the jank picture okay I know alright do you like the one of the I mean we I've got janks. <laughs> I think the deer leader one is the funniest though. It is the funniest, yeah. Very original for two Canadians says, What do you guys think of Destiny's blue hair arc? I think like the arc he's been on now has been pretty entertaining. I don't know why I don't know what his rationale for the blue hair was. I don't know if he's ever talked about it on a stream. I think so. the blue hair is ridiculous and makes him look ridiculous and yeah i'm not a i'm not a fan of the blue hair yeah i don't did he lose a bet or something i mean i don't know why i feel he's he... doing it just to troll like red pillars that's what it feels like trolling yourself to troll somebody else doesn't not always really, a good idea yeah. yeah like here let me break my own arm to show you it's fashionable he said he did it for charity oh what was the charity um kids charity hmm cuckyourhair.com <laughs> Doomer's like I could tell you what's up with the blue hair Doomer we don't have time 
If you, you weren't backstabbing, not link sending clown. Wow, jeez. You want me to send in the link? If you want, you're the one that was like, you want to get out of here. Well, I do kind of want to get out of here. But... Yo, there you go. How much are we doing? Look, let's finish Super Chats, and then we'll send Doomer the link. If he's still around. Okay. Tell me when you're on the last couple of Super Chats. Why are you bringing up the JMAC chat? What are you talking about? JMAC, surrogate, our surrogate father, yeah. for $0 says, Adam is 100% <laughs> correct. Okay. What? I just, I thought this deserved a place of honor over here in the, in the permanent chat I was like can i make it fit oh yeah this is good very original for five canadian says couple tips when you all pause for a long time you should rewind the video to remind us where we are putting all your videos in a playlist is a pain uh yeah that's fair we should do that when we have an hour long sidetrack we should back up a little bit i feel like we kind of do that don't we we didn't today we do often but we didn't do that today i think we just kind of want to get through the video so how do I make this move up and down with the chat so it looks like JMac is just saying it over and over just again? Just constantly typing. Is that possible? I don't know. I feel like it should be possible. You're the one that does. I actually, you need to teach me how to use. Uh... Oh, yeah. So oh, we yes. can do a Saturday and I'll just give you all the okay. ins and outs. It'll be no okay. problem. Uh, very original for five. Another five Canadian. Thank you. Says Origins of A Team, episode eighty-four. Wow, very original. Knows the he got the exact time code. Episode eighty-four, two hours and twenty-three minutes and fifteen seconds. And S class was at two hours and fifty-two minutes and thirty-one seconds. Holy shit! Yeah, this has been clipped out. There you go. Uh, crack a cold one with the boys and ice cold pop. A Team reigns supreme. Woo! There you go. You're in right after Blaine's escape corner. Disgusting. Cortro uh, for five dollars says the poll could be biased. The audience could be specific to this. Redo the poll on Sunday. A team creates dreams. Artist team. There you go. Hello. Look at that. Soldoge for two dollars says Adam. I have a new game for you to stream. It's called Tax Haven Three Thousands. <laughs> Sounds terribly boring. You don't want to play Tax Tax Haven three thousand? Maybe. I mean, I'll Did, check it oh out. Oh my god, it's an anime waifu dating sim. Oh really? The dating sim that does your tax. Wait, does it actually do your taxes? Tax Haven three thousand is a one of a kind dating sim experience that really does your federal taxes. No way! Oh my god, that's, that's the amazing. most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. Look, I'm down for that. Maybe I'll fire oh, my tax lady. They sell fucking body pillows of the the girl. Maybe I will. Uh, maybe I'll dump my current tax lady and and hook up with this oh tax lady. Oh my god, this is so funny. You know what? You know what's funny about this? This is literally the future. You understand that, right? Oh yeah, totally. Every service is going to be this. I know. I can't in wait. The future. I you can't got your wait. AI bots, AI chatbots. It's all going to be that. That's my, so funny. Do my tax. Well, what what other services are there? Oh, fill out forms at the doctor's office? Who likes to do that? I know. Nobody. But if a sexy wife who's doing it for you. Oh I know. God. I'm 
I'm in. I'm all in on that. Hell yeah. A rotisserie protocol for $10. Says, misanthrope kiss of dope it. Ain't much, but it's still a pinch of hope for those who know a broken road. You may find your will and home at the Sitch and Adam show. Hell yeah. Is that like a song lyrics or something? And everybody knows your name. Is that it? I don't know. I'm too young to watch Cheers. Miss Rotisserie Protocol for another $10 says this is the revised version. Misanthrope, kiss of dope. It ain't much, but it's still a pinch of hope. For those who know a broken road, you may find your will and home at the Sitch and Adam show. Was that written by GPT chat? Uh, C CBD chat. Was that written by? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Are these, are these song lyrics that I should know that I don't? Sammy G says, I am cringe anime trash, but I am free. Hell yeah. That's what I like. We all have to be free together. We have to escape the confines of this you know they're horrid do for, matrix. This was written by me. Rotisserie wrote it, not chat. Oh, okay. Thanks, Rotisserie. Misanthrope, kiss of dope. It ain't much, but still a pinch of hope. For those who know a broken road, you may find your will and home at the Sitch and Adam show. Well, thank you, Rotisserie. I like it. It's nice. Animatrix is great. That's a great little thing that they did. GPT, yeah. that's it. It's chat GPT, dude. GPT. Staddle and Waldorf for $2. Statler. Statler says, great. Now such an animal bores to death with another Shank video. What kind of comedy show is this? An act of mercy. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Thank you, Statlin. Yeah. Bore you. Look, we made that video 10 times more entertaining. True. <laughs> true. true. That's the same true he does in the A-Team Reign Supreme. A-Team Reign Supreme. True. True. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. True. True. There was something we were supposed to show on Tuesday. I'm trying to remember what it was. This Tuesday? It was a whole nother video that we didn't get to because we took Oh, no, we got, you got to bring up Not Gay Ben. He did the chat GPT story. Okay. Thought you want to read that on stream? We can if you want. I know, and also uh, someone animated and added sound. <laughs> mm -hmm. Unfortunately. Through uh, one of uh, Sammy G's pictures. <laughs> I'll send it to you. Did you see the tweet that David Pakman deleted? I did see it, yeah. Did Do you want to call it. him out for that? It didn't really bother me that much. Oh, it didn't? No. Everyone, I know everyone's supposed to get mad about it. I didn't really care. But if you want to talk about it, He's we can. He's so heartless. Maybe you're what a psychopath. What was the tweet, Adam? They, well, I don't want to read it because people clip me out and think I said this nonsense. Oh, okay. You have to read it. Where's the do you, do you send, it's not deleted. You have to send it to me. I mean, I don't even know where to find it. You can click on my tweet and see someone. Here, I'll send it to you. 
Get Adam. Adam is a coward. <laughs> no, even... okay, I'll read it. David Pack. This is David Pack. Adam. What are you talking? I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. So you get in trouble by this, not me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I, I love how he ha ha's and it mutes in the middle of his last ha. Ha ha. <laughs> All right. So, look, I brought it up on screen so I won't get in trouble. David Pakman says, this is a stunning, stunning David Pakman tweet. I think it got over like 50,000 likes, too, because that's David Pakman's type audience. They're liking this tweet. David Pakman says, and this is after the, the, the trans uh, Christian school shooter goes and kills three kids three nine-year-olds and three administrators or teachers or whatever three adults and david packman goes to his twitter he goes oh this will be a good tweet here let me just tweet this out he says very surprising that there would be a mass shooting at a christian school given the lack of prayers is often blamed for these horrible events now nobody nobody blames the lack of prayers for these horrible events they say they want to give their thoughts and prayers to the victims after these horrible things happen. And progressives accuse them of saying that this is what they're proffering in place of gun legislation. Well, no, they just don't think gun legislation is going to work the way that you work. This, this isn't like if there was some magic legislation that would make this not happen, I think they would be in favor of that legislation. So it's not, this is not like a substitute for that magical legislation that will actually prevent these things from happening. So I'm you back. Can, you can argue whether or not that's the case, but so David Packman continues. He says, is it possible they were, pr uh, they weren't praying enough or correctly despite being a Christian school? So he's basically saying these victims who have been killed by this homicidal maniac um, maybe were not praying enough or praying correctly to avoid this horrible tragedy. Mm -hmm. What a piece of shit. I don't care. Why don't... David Packer is a monster. David it Pack. doesn't bother me at all. I mean... Because what is the, the point of the tweet? Is it supposed to be like, he's like, I'm outraged that we're not doing anything about it. Now, the th thing is, it's a straw man, right? Of it's course it left, is. The left straw man of whenever these shootings happens is the right doesn't want to do anything to stop it. Um, they just offer their thoughts and prayers and the thoughts and prayers are meaningless, essentially. Right. And so he's saying like, oh, you know, thoughts and prayers didn't save anyone. Right. Which I mean, it's it's definitely like um, callous. This is so right callous. This is so but, callous. I mean, I don't know. That's like, so David Pakman's mom dies in a car accident, and me, mm -hmm. and me tweeting out, "Well, I guess she should have learned to drive better." Well, like what the fuck? It's not quite. It would be more like if, if someone it'd be more like if david pacman had been advocating for years that seatbelts should be uh not mandatory right and then his mom died in a car accident because she wasn't wearing a seatbelt 
You why, what I'm saying? why you gotta make it so complicated? But that's because that's what that's what was happening with the tweet. It's it's more specific. It's not like the point of the tweet. I was is emulating not to, the callousness, not the, the point. Not, I, it's not important that the situation is identical. It's callous well, no, 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 no. as You're, fuck. It is callous. I'm not saying it's not, but I'm just saying the point of the tweet is not to rub salt in the wounds of people whose children died. It does. The point, I, I know it does. Incidentally, that's why I think it's callous, but that's not the intention of the tweet. The intention of the tweet is to try to say, oh, you know, we should get gun control. Like, that's the point of the tweet. Right. Like, do you, but I think, I think some people don't understand that. And I think that's why some people are like so triggered about it. Because you can say, yeah, it's callous, which it is. It is very callous. It's in very poor taste. But no, the intention people... is not to be rubbing salt in the wounds of people who died. That was this not is, the intention of the This tweet. is exactly the move that Destiny did. Destiny is like, oh, look, I'm this big brain progressive. And look, I understand what he's saying here. And the making the, and I'm going, oh, did, I it doesn't he matter. Did he talk about this? Yeah, he, he retweeted it and was like. Oh, okay. I didn't even see that. And was like basically signing off on it. I'm going, oh, you guys are so evil. Just you guys are so evil. So well, okay, evil. but what am I? So what is the, what is the evil part that you're, you're making excuses on? for the callousness of it? You're like, I'm not. Wait, oh, wait, wait, it's wait. Not even that big a deal. I'm not making. I said it was cal. I'm not making excuses mm -hmm. for it. I'm just saying that the intention was not. You, you agree though the, that Dave Packman's intention was not to rub salt in the wounds of people whose children died, right? You or do you disagree with? I'm not. I'm not certain. I'm t I'm not even certain to tell you the truth. Okay, I just I don't know I don't know why I don't know how you can tweet that. that out and not know that you're totally rubbing salt in the wounds. Of I know exactly victims. how you can tweet it out because you're a moron. Yes, he sees this incident and he gets really angry. He says, "Oh my god, another fucking you know shooting where a bunch of children needlessly died," mm -hmm. and then he directs his anger towards the thoughts and prayers crowd who he feels don't prevent the situation. Right, but. And inadvertently ends up blowing up the whole, the victims who are Christians. Uh, yeah, but I believe it was unintentional. Still, you know. It's a very poorly worded tweet, sure. I'm just saying that I don't think, I think some people think like he was in, like, I think some people are interpreting the tweet wrongly. They think that Dave Hackman's like, ha ha ha, Christians died. I, I, that was, I, I can Fucking, I can't read his mind, but I can almost guarantee you that was not the intention of the tweet. Negligent homicide is still homicide. Okay. Okay. That's a very woke thing to say, but okay. Uh, yeah. You'd think Mr. Woke, David Pakman, would realize that. No, I don't disagree. But the, I mean, that is the woke argument is I don't care if you meant to offend me. As long as you offend me, that's all that matters. This was pointed out to him pretty explicitly. I mean, he got well, I assume that's why he deleted the tweet. Yeah. No, he do, he said he deleted the tweet because he was getting too many death threats. Interesting. Of course, he didn't show any of those death threats or anything. Sure. But you know. Well, you. I mean, they're not. You shouldn't. They would tell you not to do that. Oh yeah, you're right. Never mind. I could 100 percent believe he would after the way people were interpreting that tweet. Because I remember when I first saw that tweet, before it blew up, I'm like, that's going to get him in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know what you're trying to say, but that is not going to play well. So. Oh, of course. Did you, I retweeted it. I'm like. I, yeah, I saw it. I, that's how I saw it. I saw you retweeting. I'm like, ooh. Okay.
Some tweets are just so bad they don't even need commentary. And I'm just like, I put the eyes. I'm like, hmm, look at this. Kimmy, <laughs> what do you think of this? I look, Donald Trump Jr. retweeted it. Oh, did he? He said, Imagining, imagine being this big of a piece of shit. Unfortunately, this is what many on the left think of you if you have traditional American views and don't follow blindly and capitulate to their every lunatic whim. Truly evil at this point. Okay, well, so Donald the, Trump did that? Donald Trump Jr. Okay. So so here's the problem. Um, I do think David's tweet was callous. I think if you're going to if you're gonna sort of say like David Packman is advocating for the death of Christian people. You, that's so fucking taught. That's like a thousand times worse than, than the callousness of David Pacman's tweet. That's you really trying to stoke up a civil war in the country. Well, I, I can agree with that point. So that's why I, I just, I, that's know. why I just tweeted it with the eyes. I was like, what do I even right. say about this? This is just, right. I, he was he made a video about it. Do you want to see? It? He <laughs> was in, it? he was in the comments defending yeah. it too. That's what really just bugged the shit out of me. I was like, if well, I was misinterpreting it, if I had done that, I would be like, oh, I would look at it and I go, oh yeah, this could be read as a very callous tweet towards the victims, right? right and right, I would just yeah. delete it. I would say, listen, sure. sure, I agree. I wouldn't apologize, but I'd say. I fucked up and you know well so yeah people i would take it down and say you know too many people are misinterpreting what i meant you know, the yeah. tweet yeah so it wasn't worded properly obviously but i mean if you want to bring it up bring if it up. you're yeah, I i'm curious to see what he says about it it's very i short, mean this so. is this is exactly how doomer never gets on the show <laughs> that is true that is true all right let me take the super chat thing down. I gotta find it. What the fuck? Yeah. Everything's supposed to be color coded here. Oh, there we go. Found it. Do it up. Okay. I got it. Angrier about my tweet regarding yesterday's shooting in Nashville, Tennessee, than you are about the fact that six people, including three kids, are now dead as a result of that shooting. No, I'm not angrier about your tweet than the uh, shooting. Actual shooter. Yeah. Right. But your tweet is pretty fucking close, okay? <laughs> right behind it. I don't think it's right behind it, but... Uh, <laughs> well, I do. I Look, I see blood on those hands, okay? I see. <laughs> then we have a real problem here. Mm -hmm. I support people who pray if they want to pray, praying, if that's important to them. But it doesn't prevent shootings. Okay, so he got... He, he he realized he's like, oh, shit, this could totally be interpreted as me going full anti-theist on the right. these little yeah. kids here. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And he has a history of being an anti-theist. So he's like he played right in. Yeah. He slipped in yes. on a banana peel here. Very and so when elected officials offer nothing more than thoughts and prayers, and then we have another shooting and another one and another one, and they continue to offer nothing more than thoughts and prayers. They were the target of my ire, not the victims of the shooting. And that I stand by 100%. Anyone who knows me knows I would never blame the victims of a mass shooting for that mass shooting. Thoughts and prayers are fine, but we have to go beyond it. I took a shot at thoughts and prayers, and every parent I know is feeling the fury and the anger and the frustration. I've laid out plans detailed 
to actually do something about mass shootings. Ten different points. Uh, uh, the thing that I'm getting from this is that David mm -hmm. Pakman realizes this could be the canceling of David Pakman. No, he's not are you kidding me. You don't think he's going to get canceled over this? No, no. Like who? I don't know. Maybe his audience is like. No. I mean, I saw like twenty thousand likes on the tweet, and that disgusted me even more. Because they understood what he was trying to say. Right. Okay. What do you, why did it, okay, so let me ask, why did it bother you so much? Because I felt like he was targeting the victims. Right. But if, if he wasn't and, and people interpreted him as not doing that, that's what they're liking. They're not liking targeting the victims. Yeah. I'm yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> look, I'm sure um, there's some crazy people out there. I, look, I thought. Somebody responded when I called him out. I was like, this was edgy humor. You should have liked it. And I was like, mm. <laughs> I'm like, seek medical attention. <laughs> this, it, like, this is not, David, look, he's not even saying it was a joke here. No, I don't think it was edgy humor. I wouldn't classify it that either. Yeah. I'm like, if you're it, seeing this as edgy humor, there's some kind of psychological problem. It, it was sarcastic. So I guess maybe that's the confusion. It was okay. sarcastic. Um, definitely. So Ouch. it was like, um, what was the guy famous the guy that wrote Gulliver's travel? You know, he wrote the book about like, we should eat the children. <laughs> yeah. The four children. So let's go back. Common sense. Do you yeah. want to watch any more of this? I feel no, like, I mean, yeah. we got the gist of it. it. It's basically confirming what I, what I thought it would, what he would say. It's basically four minutes of David Pakman saying, you totally misread my tweet. Right. Right. Well, but here, I don't know. But here's my question. I don't know. When I saw a tweet, here's what I don't understand. And maybe some people in the chat can weigh in. Because I'm reading the comments under this video. And when I saw the tweet, I had, I thought, I had two thoughts. My first thought was, I know what he's saying. And my second thought is, he's going to get in trouble for saying it this way. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I knew what he was saying. But I also knew that people were going to interpret it as him attacking the victims. I knew instantly when I saw the tweet, that's the way I was going to read. Um, so, but when I read the comments, like, do people really, really not understand what he was trying to say? Is it, a, is it performative stupidity? Or let me say, is it real that people don't understand what he's trying to say? Or is it performative stupidity just to attack someone that they don't like because, you know, they don't like their Pac-Man? Like, which, what is happening in, in, the, in this? Well, I wouldn't call it performative stupidity. Most people can see it both ways and can see that it can be seen both ways, but they understand seeing it one way is more advantageous mm -hmm. for them than seeing it the other way. So I, I like that is performative if, stupidity. If you understand, but if somebody's if, if, coming out and saying, no, you can't see it the, the way that you're interpreting it, I'd say that's performative stupidity. So, okay, so when I say perform stupidity, I mean someone who understands exactly what you're saying, but is pretending like they don't mm -hmm. in order to score political points against you. So, like, in, and I'm looking at the comments, there are some people that, that are like, oh, you know, I understand what you're saying, but it was a bad take. But there are some people that are just like, oh, my God, you know, you're making jokes that children die. Why are you making jokes that children die? Why are you blaming the victim? Like there's so many people in the comments that are like, I'm like, do they honestly not understand what he was trying to say? I mean, it's possible, I guess. You know, I know that people get very emotional and it like kind of prevents your ability to process information. So, and especially when it comes to something this like 
emotional, like the death of children, <laughs> you have to be very careful because it's very easy for people to to become, you know, uh, in that state of mind where they're just not going to see whatever you're saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not one of those people, obviously. I can see it both ways. No, I mean, and I understand. Yeah, you understand. You're, you're basically saying, but Adam, shouldn't you see it the way that David Pakman... That's not what I'm saying. Most likely intended it. And I'm saying, no, God damn it. I hate David Pakman and I'm never going to see it that <laughs> well, way. Don't that, try to force me to. Well, that's performative stupidity because you know, you know, that's what he meant. But you're like, mm, but I don't like David. So I want, I want it. I want so bad. I finally, you're giving me this juicy, this juicy uh, metal pipe I can bang David Pakman over the head with. And you're telling me not to do it. Said, stop. I understand. I understand. Why? <laughs> look, the That's sitch. the writer. That's the little writer saying, wait a minute, stop, stop. No, it's like stop. your look, it's like the perfect opening. Like the goal is right there. The ball uh. is right in front of you. The goalie <laughs> is drinking a smoothie. You need to fucking take the shot. Look. I'm telling you. No, no, it's 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 more like it's more like the ball is right there. The field is open, and the goalie and, and a random a, a random person has jumped onto the field and is mugging the goalie. Yes, and you're take like, should the I take the shot? Like, should take I take the shot? Should I help the goalie? Should I do nothing, or should I score while he's getting mugged? Look, and David like, Pakman's face oh! is right in the goal. <laughs> The guy, the fan jumps on, on, on the field and he starts mugging the goalie. And I'm just like, go! <laughs> I don't, it's, look, it's so easy. David Pakman <laughs> is so unlikable. He's such a lying piece of shit. He is unlikable. That is true. And that a lying true. piece of shit. You um, remember his Kyle Rittenhouse stuff? Oh, God, he's a fucking yeah, he, liar. Yeah, he, was, he was definitely lying and really shitty about I'm not saying that you should go out of your way to defend him. He was lying about I'm Elon Musk this is. morning. I retweeted a thing where he was saying Elon Musk has driven uh driven Twitter from forty four billion down to twenty billion dollars, yeah, which is was he like lying a, or is he just like he's lying? Okay. He's lying. Mm -hmm. He knows this stuff. I right. give him zero benefit of the doubt, especially since he parades around and calls himself a journalist. Look, David Pakman. I'm, I I'll, look. I haven't looked at it, but I guarantee you, his Twitter page says American journalist or something equivalent. David Pakman. You, not not his Twitter page, but his his Wikipedia page. What, oh. do you, what do you bet right here? Probably. David Pakman, occupation: political media personality and media huh. entrepreneur. <laughs> what well, the that's it. That's a what? media entrepreneur. That's weird. What the fuck? Okay, well, I, I was wrong about that. Maybe he doesn't see him. Maybe he doesn't see himself as a journalist. Maybe he sees himself as a media personality and media entrepreneur. <laughs> who's in this? Who's in this picture? You sent Blaine's escape corner. Sent me this meme. Who's this guy in this picture? That's Blaine's escape corner. That's Did Blaine. you send a picture of yourself? <laughs> That's yeah. you, Blaine. Doesn't he makes videos? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. You don't know anything about the fans. I don't know no anything about every, anybody. No wonder no. everyone's A-team. Everyone, huh? <laughs> well, 51%. That poll, I was robbed. <laughs> I was robbed by the poll. I give you I give you props for taking a shot at yourself. 
Look, Michael. Michael says Adam is 100% right. I think we About should what? add that to the JMAC collection. Yeah, everyone wants, to, everyone wants to score that goal. Listen, if you want, man, I'm just letting you know. Just letting you know how it is. Uh, um, oh, I was going to say, did you see this this new Twitter change? Yes. That Elon Musk put forward? That's How do you feel about that? So... Uh, it's. It I guess the bots are just getting out of control. That's a that's a nice way of saying it. Well, I, the polls. Uh, I like doing polls, and I guess the polls are going to be like three people responded to your poll. It says um, starting April, Elon Musk said starting April fifteenth, only verified accounts will be eligible to be in the for your recommendations category. This is the only. Realistic way to address advanced AI bot swarming taking over is otherwise a hopelessly losing battle. Voting in poll voting in polls will require verification for the same reason. That's kind of fucking wild to me. Yeah, since you're not going to be able to vote in my polls. You know what I discovered? That's pretty wild to me. You know what I discovered though? Like I'm totally sold on Twitter Blue because with Twitter Blue, yeah. you can there's no character well there's a 4000 character limit on tweets cuz you get this the the extra big tweets yeah yeah so when you're arguing with someone online which i like to do you get to hit them with a big long tweet and they got to continually like tweet 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 like you're when like- i was arguing <laughs> when i was arguing with v radio like he's got to yeah. do three tweets and i can just do one i'm like bam bastard <laughs> It's amazing. It's like it's seriously. It's like fighting in easy mode. Yeah, I, I wonder. I don't know. I'm kind of annoyed that he's lying about it. Like that's obviously a lie, right? Like we no, all know why no, he's doing it. No, I think I think it's he's a doing truth. It. No, but he, well, he, could he went into just... he went into this with the bot issue. The bot issue has been issue no. number one from no. from day no. one. What are you no, talking no, no, no. about? What happened was when he bought Twitter. All the very, very dishonest, um, lefty, woke, you know, we care about the world uh, groups went around to all of Twitter's advertisers and said, you should pull your advertisers from, should pull all your advertisements from Twitter. Twitter's, you know, Elon Musk is a, is a big racist. Um, he's not going to protect your brands. And that happened. And so mm-hmm. Twitter lost, you know, insane amounts of money because they were never able to get a lot of those advertisers back. And so this is all attempts of trying to get money back by getting more and more people to sign up for Twitter Blue. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, it's not his fault because, you know, he's not the one that uh, did that. But to me, that's obviously the, the rationale behind this move. It's not to fight bots. I don't believe that for a second because it doesn't really make sense when you have in. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I have in my like for you recommended for you category, it's almost always big accounts. It's not like little accounts, right? You're not gonna I have, never like, big I, AI I never, accounts. Look, I never like, do the for you, so I don't know. Well, on the phone, it does this annoying thing where if I hit home twice, it automatically switches to for you. So I'm like, sometimes I'll be scrolling, oh, okay. and, I, and I don't even realize I'm on for you. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm not following this person. I go, oh, I'm fucking on the for you tab. So for for me, for you is only people I follow in like big accounts. It's trying to push on me. I don't. So I don't know if I buy. I don't really buy this like AI bot argument hmm. before wasn't it it was before the recommended tab 
it wouldn't ever recommend accounts you weren't following. It was only accounts you were following, but it would be like not chronologically ordered. Right? I, you know, I, I'm on for you or no, I'm on just who you're following and, right. and time thing. So, right. But see, that's the way it used to be. I feel like, and I feel like Elon's only not catching flack for that change because of the, the, the politics of the situation right now on Twitter. Cause I think that is a shitty change. Oh, okay. That's a really shitty change. Uh, to, to change the for you to start showing you a bunch of accounts you don't follow is like, ugh. I don't want that. Okay. But anyways. I mean, they're trying out a bunch of new things, so. Yeah, I guess. Look, I got, I got, I'm lining up the chat here. I got J-Mac. Adam is 100% correct. Then I have Michael. Adam is 100% right. It's just going to be, I'm going to have a wall of chats. There you go. That I, like I can him. bring I up. Like so like when I see a, like some big personality in the chat i can just be like look at this turn this right. on everyone will know Osher c for five dollars says uh, that is a terrible take sitch he directed his hate at the thoughts and prayers crowd like the christians that died um i, I understand why you and other people interpreted that that was not what he meant what he meant was he was attacking as he said in the video you know the politicians the lack of the lack of gun control is what he was attacking if you remember, whenever these gun control, whenever these shootings happen, the left will always say, oh, the thoughts and prayers crowd is going to come out. They're not going to change anything. They're just going to get their thoughts and prayers. That's what he was referencing that meme. So, Yeah, and he's but saying, I, look, we know how, look, we have so many common sense gun solutions that they're just closing their eyes to that if they just enacted would completely mm -hmm. solve this problem there would never be another school shooting ever ever again which yeah, i which i think is obviously ridiculous not true but... that's a fan that's a fairy tale yeah 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 i don't i don't think um i don't i don't think anything less than like an outright ban of all guns is going to stop these school shootings i mean yeah because usually start doing it's... with handguns well, yeah, well, I mean, because usually it's, you know, they steal a gun from a parent. You know, it's not like it's something that you could check or really prevent, unfortunately. You know, I guess you, unless you had armed guards at a fucking school, like, you know, to get in. Well, that's, that kind of all the time, so. that's kind of where they're headed, to be honest with you. Yeah, and even then, I mean, that's what, there's that school shooting not that long ago where the, they'd had that and the armed guards were just fucking oh, yeah, cowards. Oh, yeah, Uvalde. And yeah, and Evaldi, yeah. So they did you look at the body cam footage on this one? These guards weren't these police weren't no, they playing were, around. Yeah, man. these they guys were, were good. They just they went right in. Boom. I mean, I'm sure that was on their on their mind too. They're like, we're not gonna have a, yeah. a, a that situation here. They so. probably talked about it openly. Yeah. They said Nobody's calling us the ladies of Evaldi on the news. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Val Van Gogh for five dollars says theoretically, if prayers did stop shootings, we would never know because the ones that stopped we would never know about. Pacman's stupid A team. Well, there, <laughs> there you go. You you can draw your uh, you know the little survivors bias uh, diagram with the airplane, mm -hmm. with all the bullet holes. You can do that with school shootings and prayer. <laughs> now that <laughs> would be a fucking edgy ass joke. Please don't tweet that. I'm not gonna tweet that. 
Uh, yeah. Stug provide R says people interpreted as an attack on the victims because he specifically referred to the way that they were Christians in a Christian school. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand exactly why people interpreted the way they did. I get it. I'm just saying that was not obviously not his intention. Uh, Metalworks for ten dollars. Thanks so much, Metalworks. Says I don't have a problem with dating a. I don't know. I don't know what that's OnlyFans model. That's what I assume, but it's like blanked out. With dating and I'm going to say OnlyFans model with some standards. Hell, if the person they're frogging is also they're frogging is also hot F to me, I would join them. But the whole no X in the C is a no go for me. Metalworks for 12 months says, thank you for being a 12 month member. Says, I hate that YouTube censored me. Took me forever to text that. Also, S class is the best class. And A team ran supreme. Woo! Oh, so YouTube was the culprit. Okay, that's unfortunate. Because yeah, you can't say effing in the thing. You got to say frogging. You know how it rolls. Come on. Come on now. I don't have a problem with dating a blank with some standards. Hell, the person they're frogging, fucking, is, is also hot to me. I would join them, but the whole no blank Xing in the seeing is a no go for me. There you go. Hmm. Okay. There you go. Metal works. Bobby Miles Foreman, the third for $10 says women get one school shooting and they try to pin it on. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. That oh is a, that is an edgy joke, but that didn't blame the victims. So true. Yeah. True. That blamed women, which is that's better. Uh, Magor for two dollars says James Lindsay said he's planning on replacing the word woke with critical consciousness. Um, well, that's not going to work. I could tell you that much. I, I, I not work. I watched part of Chris Rock's stand-up comedy. And he talks about woke a lot in the stand-up comedy. And about halfway through, he mentions January 6th, and I discover Chris Rock is woke. <laughs> so, Chris Rock isn't woke? What do you mean? I mean, according to the... I mean... Uh, I mean, I his January 6th jokes are very racist, so... Oh, really? What are... Yeah. What are they? Well, and he says whites control everything. Oh, that's yeah. very unfortunate. He goes full CRT and halfway wow, through. Wow, yeah. that is sad. That is very sad. But I, I, I thought it was interesting because in the very beginning, he's just ripping on wokeness. And I hmm. was on board for that. And then I thought, oh, look, I'm like, he under he he could define woke just fine and no because you know we just done the stream on right, right wokeness right. like he, he's not bringing out definitions he's talking about woke everyone's laughing everyone knows what he's talking about but then he gets to the stuff on january 6th and i'm like okay well he is woke <laughs> where where do you watch it where do i see this it's on netflix oh, okay but the, i i'm convinced that this is why because I, I never really, no one's really talking about her saying, watch it. You know, Dave Chappelle does a good job of walking the line, talking about mm -hmm. various things. Why, you know, does Dave Chappelle, are his jokes like specifically targeted at white people? I don't feel like they are. 
Uh, to answer the question Arithmus asked, I think it was both. Why is Hitch unable to consider the possibility that Pacman was trying to criticize politicians at the same time as making light of Christian victims? Well, I can tell you why. Do you honestly think that a YouTuber and political pundit whose entire career is based on their public persona, who has a, a channel with a million viewers, you honestly think someone who's not known for making edgy jokes, right? Yeah, this, this is a great who, argument. Right, who, who is very dry in their political arguments, who's very buttoned up, you know, they're not Stephen Crowder, they're very buttoned up. You, you know, we watch his stuff. He's trying to ape, you know, mainstream news. He's got the the blue squares and all that shit in the background, the Chiron, everything. You honestly think that guy is going to go on Twitter and mock the victims of a mass shooting? Of course not. Intentionally? Yeah. Look, guys, we we have to pretend he did that intentionally. <laughs> right. but come on. Let's not, come on, we're right. not stupid come here. On. That's obviously that's, we're pretending, but right. look, that's how I know. That's how I know that that would be totally insane. That'd be totally insane. Now, if he was someone like, if he was like a, like someone that had like a reputation, would have been like a wild person, right? Mm -hmm. Like if TJ tweeted that out, you'd be like, well, maybe, you know? Yeah. TJ, totally. He <laughs> did like, it. okay, well maybe, you know, look, it I even plays into the amazing atheist angle. I think he right? retweeted it and he said something like fuck Christians or something. Did he really? You're kidding. I don't, me. I, I might be, he retweeted and he said something. Um, oh man. So like if it's someone like TJ, TJ you got to consider no. the source. TJ, you know? no. With TJ, I'm like, okay, I could I could understand him, you know, just saying something like, but Dave Pakman, no. Dave Pakman tries to be, you know, I d disagree with him strongly politically, obviously, but he tries to be very um, milk toast most of the time. So he's not going to be the person to tweet, you know, something so incendiary as to intentionally mock uh, the victims of a school shooting. That's not his brand. That is not his brand. Look here, I'll make it better. I'm doing a little light graphic design with your favorite picture of David Pakman in the tweet. So we can yeah. look, we can look like a real news show too. It doesn't, it can't, it just doesn't have to be just David Pakman, right? <laughs> oh my God, this is great. David he said, it wasn't as bad as I remember it, but it's still kind of bad. He said, apparently David Pakman deleted the suite because it made people mad. I don't give a fuck if people are mad, so I'm bringing it back from the dead. Something your useless fucking savior never did. Never actually did, by the way. So there you go. Yeah. That's TJ. pretty... Uh... See, stop saying. If TJ says something like that, you're like, mm, okay, I understand that. But Dave Pakman, nah. That was not the intention. Yeah, TJ did that intentionally. And I yeah, still TJ's edgy reje guy, so. reject and denounce, but I mean... That's the kind of shit you're going to get from TJ. You know, TJ, the empathy guy, right? <laughs> we just got to care more. <laughs> oh, my God. TJ's just a, like a walking contradiction, isn't he? I don't think so. I I, I mean, I don't agree with him, but I, I understand. Um, I think he's consistent in his sort of radicalism. Not his, sure his hatred for, for religion, yeah. What is contradictory about it? Because... Uh, Look, he literally can't empathize with the people that lost their children. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying, you know, since he's on the left, shouldn't he be very, like, care-focused? Yeah. I got you. 
I mean, he's his tweet is basically out of common because you picked the wrong religion, which it's like, uh, well, that's not no. The tweet is basically just you know, rub see that tweet that he put that is rubbing salt in the wounds. Yeah, totally. Yeah, right. right. So you think that's obviously he's not empathizing with these people who might read that tweet and go, no, look, my son died. No, I nine year old son died. I don't think he would go up to the family members and say that directly, obviously. But Yeah, if, I mean, if I was one of the family members, I might call him out on it just to fucking make him feel something. Right. But he would probably tell me to fuck off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I When um, Mr. Important was talking about Kyle Rittenhouse and the family situation, that... You remember Anthony Huber's dad? He was he was in some of the court hearings and man Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. That that is it's just it is a fucking tragedy cuz parents cannot yeah. parents just cannot see reality when it comes to their kids. They just can't do it. Sure. Well, you know, I mean, you know, listen, what parent is going to want to, you know, their child dies and they're going to want to like Think, oh, my child died because he's like stupid. Being an idiot, yeah. Like a fucking idiot, yeah. I mean, Just like I taught him to be. It's a tough pill to swallow. I, you know, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't blame parent for being in that situation. So. All right, uh, think... Andrew Clark, for two, four, six dollars. Thank you, Andrew. Says I think it's good to have a basic definition of woke, but I like to point out how it manifests in behavior and how it differs from political correctness. Well, correct correctness was marked by sensitivity and empathy, not wanting to offend others, while wokeness is marked by arrogance and lack of empathy to seek revenge. For example, in She-Hulk, the Jen infinitely better scene, I think Jen was acting woke, but it doesn't preach intersectional feminism. She acts arrogant and displays a lack of empathy, overlooking Bruce's experience in favor of her, her own. Since she frames everything as her singular experience, I don't think it's fair to say that she is making any feminist claims. Um, I agree with half of what you said and disagree with half. I think you are correct to point out that wokeness does manifest uh, in, in people's minds, first and foremost, not as a political theory, but as a, a behavior. And it is a behavior, and I think you're right on the money, it's a behavior of arrogance, behavior of a lack of empathy, and a behavior to seek revenge. And I think that is how people generally perceive it. Um, I think... However, I think everything Jen's saying does does align with a woke intersectional feminist the, uh, theoretical position, because her whole—I mean, she's basically Jen's position. What Jen says to Bruce in that scene is standpoint epistemology. That's all she's saying. She's saying, from my standpoint, being a you know oppressed woman, I have a better understanding of reality than you. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. Standpoint theory sucks. So So I believe so I agree with halfway said. And I do think she was and she was making a feminist claim. But she was rooting the entire thing as her experience, not as her as an individual. She didn't say as an individual I've had to go through all these fucked up things. She said as a woman. As a woman. I was treated this way. And she said specifically she was treated that way because she was a woman. And she and I believe she specifically said that she had to learn to control her anger because that's what was expected as a woman, or she said something along those lines. So she definitely it's definitely embedded in a systemic feminist claim, the way that she says what she said. 
And that was obviously the writer's intentions. Right. Uh, Cerebral Fiction for $2 says, I gave Adam a hard time in V's chat last night, and I want to say that Adam is a funny guy and a talented streamer. He makes this program the amazing show it is, but he's also a dick, and he's a dick to V and a dick to Aiden. <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, I mean... Okay. <laughs> That's... Uh, yeah, I mean... I think I said... Uh... I think I said enough on the last stream about V. Mm -hmm. I, I tried my hardest to bury the hatchet, but I'm telling you, I'm just, I'm not going to roll over and let someone take advantage of me. And I just, it's the same with Aiden. I love Aiden to death, okay? <laughs> and we, we've even talked to Aiden before about, you know, don't, let's take turns, let's not talk over people. Sometimes she just doesn't, like, it doesn't happen. So you got to do what well, you got to do for the goodness I mean, of the show. To my knowledge, I mean, unless Aiden is, you know, feels not expressing her feelings to me. I mean, she's, you know, she still comes on the show. She still talks to us, even though we box with her and disagree with her you know, fundamentally on a deep, you know, deeply ideological level. So, I mean, I give Aiden tons of credit for, you know, always, you know, always seeming to be willing to come back on the show and box with us about whatever. Of course. Yeah. Um, I, I completely consider Aiden right. like one of the guys. Right. With V, I mean, he, you know, he was just very offended um, by everything and was not willing to, to basically do that. So yeah, I think v, it's a completely different situation. V but. is like one of the girls. <laughs> <laughs> so he should right. stay. He should stay in the girly corner. Yeah, I don't know was why. That, that's, that's me being a dick. Huh? But look, that was for the fun. That's part of the humor. <laughs> I mean, I never re-listened to the stream that we talked about. I don't, you know, I know that like, you know, things got heated at some point, if I recall correctly. Yes. But they weren't over I Iraq. Them getting, yeah. I don't remember them getting like heated personally. They just got heated like, you know, people are in a debate and things get heated sometimes. And I don't know why he took it so personally. Um, but, you know, everyone's different. So, you know, it is what it is. Some people just react to situations differently, I guess. I said one thing. I said like, you're you have this bias lens and that you're mm -hmm. looking at the world through the bias lens. And I think that really just, cause he perceives himself as someone who's unbiased, completely unbiased. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because that like the more he, like the more heated things got, the more biased he became. It was so obvious. It was so mm -hmm. obvious to outsiders. Outsiders were pointing out to him and I'm, you know, me, I'm, I'm willing to admit I'm biased and I can see, look, I just made the jokes about David Pakman and the goal and shit like that. Like, I know I'm being biased. That's what's funny about it. Right. 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 I don't know that V has that can make those jokes. I don't know that he, like he yeah. really believes he's being completely unbiased. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And as, I mean, you know, generally the more angry anyone gets, the more biased they're going to become. Cause when they're angry, you know, you're, that's the elephant, right? Did you see his like righteous tweets about how oh I'm just, these guys are like you know thousands of people died in the Iraq war and you know I'm just sick of people like he was kind of blaming it on us we 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 caused the Iraq war is that it kind we're of the avatars of the Iraq war now look he basically were like oh we were just you know trying to sweep the like you know, running cover for the Iraq war, kind of like uh, we accuse right. other people of doing with Ukraine today. I mean, 
if he said that, I mean, that's like batshit crazy. It is batshit crazy. Well, no, I mean, first of all, it, it, that annoys me. You know, there was a couple people that I guess were V fans on, on Twitter. Someone called me a neocon, which I'm yes. sure the people in the chat will find hilarious. Because um, it was like in that conversation, we both made explicitly clear that we thought going into the war in Iraq from the first place was a mistake. And we shouldn't, the U.S. should have never done it. And we're still in the position that they should have never done it after the fact. We've never supported the war in Iraq, I don't think, ever, either of us. Um, I mean, it was e especially it was easy for me back in those days because I was still far more in a left-wing bubble and, you know, it was very easy to be anti-Bush, right? Um, so, but the only argument was about, like, literally the only argument we had with him was simply about what was the Bush administration's motivations to do it. That was the only argument. It wasn't whether it was good or not. It was what was their motivation to do it. And his mo and his view was it was George W. Bush has a super weird, you know, he's just all about the money. It's just this very cynical ploy for money. And, you know, our view was more like, well, I think that we thought that was part of it, but we also thought that, you know, George W. Bush really had this like high-minded, incredibly naive, ridiculous fantasy that like, you know, he was going to be known forever as creating, you know, bringing democracy to the fucking Middle East. Yeah, we said gonna... creating Europe in the Middle East. Right. Which he and would be, yeah. right. like, if idolized. He He'd be right. the next fucking Trump Ronald Reagan. Right. And, and apparently the fact that we were not ascribing, you know, pure malevolence to George W. Bush was too much for some people. So I, to me, it's, it's weird that this entire you know, breakdown with V was literally just about something that stupid minor yeah. and stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So God, I don't the, know. The ways we've beaten up Aiden <laughs> she still keeps coming back for more. Well, the ways we God beat up each other is, you know, of course. Not, much more significant. Too, of course. So just, I don't know. Of course. Yeah. She can take a punch and she can give a punch. She's one of the guys. Definitely. Right. The problem like, is there's so many simps for her in the chat that I'm <laughs> the one that always looks like the, Oh, Adam's hitting a lady. What? She's one of the guys. That's why she's here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, I noticed here, I brought up V's Twitter. I noticed someone named PSA Sitch has blocked him and he's screenshotting. Oh, did so well, this is what happened. He um Can I read the tweet? Yeah, read Have the tweet. Have you seen I the mean, tweet? Lol. I, ha I haven't blocked. I haven't read the tweet. I don't even know what he said. Lol. Lol. This must be PSA Sitch running like he claimed Jenny, Jimmy Dore did. Continue <laughs> whining about Glenn, Glenn Greenwald, Sitch. He is 1,000% mm. more relevant than you will ever be. Wow, he's so... Do you, you, look how... look how You know, it's funny, because when I before I blocked V, he was trying to act like he didn't take it personal. And he's so... Per, like, look at these like weird personal dicks. I know. It, it's always interesting when someone who's very, like, you know, like the troll face of the guy who's, like, really upset and they have the troll face mask over it. They're pretending like they're not upset. Oh, totally. It's, it's <laughs> totally. very interesting because they always, like, project a weird criticism onto you that you know, like, that's what bothers them. Like, he's like, oh, you're criticizing Glenn Greenwald, but he'll be more relevant than you. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Okay. Like, I mean, is that supposed to bother me? Yeah, like I'm trying to be I mean, more relevant than Glenn, Glenn Greenwald. Right. I don't, I don't give a fuck, to be honest with you. Okay, We're having, I guess. Yeah. 
I mean, if that was my goal, if, if my goal was to just gain followers, I would, you know, me and you would be handling the show very differently. Oh, of course we would. Yeah. <laughs> very differently. We'd be taking um, every opportunity to like clout chase, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm more, I'm more apt to, to pay attention to that stuff than Sitch is. So I'm trying, I'm trying to find the, um, but no, but what, let me, so oh, go for, ahead. it's funny. Cause you know what he's, what he's talking about too is, you know, I tweeted, um, I watched, you know, Glenn Greenwald has been, has, Glenn Greenwald, who I've been saying forever, mm -hmm. is totally ideologically possessed by the America bad lens. Mm -hmm. And some people would argue, be like, no, 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 he's a good guy. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. Even if you agree with him, he's not coming at it from a principled position of logic and facts. He just believes America bad. So if you have an agreement with him, it's just a coincidence that it lines up that way. And I'm actually super curious. Scott Adams hasn't talked about it yet. Scott Adams has always talked about him being a good journalist. So I'm curious when he'll notice this. And I'm so glad this happened because it literally proved my point completely correct. When the TikTok ban question rises up, what does Glenn Greenwald do? What is Mr. I've been spending the last, you know, three, four, five, six months complaining about the Twitter files, talking about how it's so fucking horrific that the American government has any sort of control over Twitter. This is a massive infringement on freedom. This is the worst thing that's ever happened in human history. You know, he's been going off on Twitter files. Oh my God. It's like the worst, it's worse than Watergate, worse than 9-11. You know, yeah. Glenn Greenwald is going off on all this stuff. Yeah. Um, which you would expect because he's famous for Snowden. So you're like, okay, that makes sense, right? You know, he doesn't want government control over social media. That makes perfect sense like Glenn Greenwald's brand. But mm -hmm. then when the conversation of TikTok comes up, right. what happens, Adam? Yep. What happens when it's not the American government that controls a very popular social media platform? What happened then? Well, he's going to run interference for China, obviously, because America oh, bad. Have you God. ever considered? Look, have you ever considered America bad? What have you considered? America bad. Did you like it? I did the little picture. I did. You. I have it. I'm going to bring it up right now. This is perfect. Look, what have you considered? Who did this? America bad. Did you do this? I did do that. It's yeah. a guy coming out of the well. It's the guy yes, coming out of the well. But have you considered <laughs> America bad? Yeah, so he, and I watched it. He had like an hour long rumble. Well, he had Mariana Williams on, which I skipped because I, I don't care about her anymore. But he has like this fucking, he does like a 40 minute like rumble. That's like, in, it's like the most fucking insane bullshit ever where he's trying to justify you know, TikTok being, you know, not banning TikTok, not limiting TikTok, not forcing them to be sold away from the Chinese government. And it's like, it you're like, you're living in a fucking topsy-turvy world. Like suddenly because it's fucking the Chinese government and not the American government, all of his previous positions fly out the fucking window. Yeah, it's they the do. It's the most insane shit ever. That happens. Look, I this is the same thing with that Scott Horton guy. Because yeah. he kept saying, you know, Iraq was all about the Benjamins. We were there for the resources. <laughs> you know, it's all about the <laughs> yes, money. And then as soon as, you know, Putin invades Ukraine, what happens? Is it about the resources? Is it about the, the oil and the natural no, gas? Of course not. No. he's. It's all about America. He's afraid that we are going to give Ukraine weapons of mass destruction. Right. It's like, oh my God, it's the same fucking thing. Right. Look, and I right. don't, 
I I understand that we have a more nuanced position than Scott Horton, but when you know when Scott Horton's position is, oh, it couldn't be anything more than just this cynical ploy. And then it is literally nothing more than that cynical ploy with Ukraine. Then all of a sudden he's making excuses. And why is he making excuses? Why, Sitch? Because America bad. Because America bad. America bad. Did you ever consider that? America can never be the good guy. (laughs) Well, that's the problem. Once you you understand someone's lens and you say, oh, their lens is America bad, you're like, oh, you you understand. Like, everything they're doing makes sense. Like, you're saying, oh, good. I'm I'm just, I'm dying to find this, this one tweet. I'm looking for Mm -hmm. this one tweet of Neil's. Because it's just so the... The oh my god, these it's so self righteous, like it's straight out of the okay. righteous mind. He basically blames us. That's funny. Uh, Re- Hex Hex Go. says, uh, Do you have a take on Tucker's take on TikTok? He spends half a video saying TikTok is bad and then pivots to saying it into being, but then pivots to it being not a TikTok ban. I'm not sure, by the way. Um, I don't know, I haven't seen it. I'll check it out. I, I thought he was very big on the, the TikTok bad train. Now there is a different argument um, about someone saying that the actual legislation that they want to use to ban TikTok is shitty legislation, which may be true. I haven't really looked into that. That could definitely be true. Um, but that wasn't. That was not one hundred percent not Glenn Greenwald's argument. He did not in in the Rumble that I watched where he talked about it. He did not say I'm in favor of forcing China to sell itself off you know, sell shares off of TikTok or ban it, but this legislation is bad. He never made that argument. He never, 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 never made that argument. So he was 100% like, oh my God, this is just going to give America more power. Oh my God, we're being such hypocrites. It's actually wild. He was like, oh, like he, he was, it was so weird. He kept bringing up examples of how China was censoring American social media companies already. Had already done it in the past. And he was saying, like, that was why we shouldn't censor TikTok. It's because China was doing it already to us. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's, that's a weird argument, Glenn, but all right. So anyway, this is all about why I blocked V. So, Oh, it is? Oh, yeah, so so he responded. So I noticed uh, V had been doing this thing. V, who's become like the jilted lover now, I guess, he he's pulling an academic agent. He's very upset. Oh, I that know. I know. He really, we offered him to come on the show. Look, he would be a he, regular on the show. I and I, he, yeah, and go, he refused to come on the show, yeah. talk to us, and he instead, literally, what academic agent did, he instead he's like demanded that we watch his video response yeah. to our conversation that we had in person. He made a video response to our conversation in person and wants us to watch it on stream and do like a Sunday show commentary. I'm like, I don't. We're not gonna fucking do that. <laughs> yeah, we've been telling him this for months because he right. he wanted us to do this right. like the first. He came on the Sunday show, and he wanted us to do this like immediately after. Yeah, we're like, I'm we're like, we have no interest in doing this at all. Yeah, um, we're like, no, listen, if you want to come back on the show and air your grievances, we're totally down for that. But we're not gonna sit here and just watch you watch us like <laughs> talk about something. <laughs> that's like fucking crazy i like i like that's weird and crazy and i don't think people really i mean you you want to have us watch a video about relitigating the fucking iraq war like jesus who gives a shit about this topic 
Um, yeah. I don't even know why it came up when you were on the show originally. I, I hope, you know, I don't hope we didn't bring it up. I don't know why we were talking about it. He Iraq. brought it up. Well, it came okay. up because Ukraine came up and we compared Iraq oh, and okay. Ukraine. Yeah. Um, and so, I don't know, he just got so ass blasted that we weren't going to watch his video and said, no, we don't, we're not going to watch your video. Um, and then, so he started doing this thing where he would reply to like a bunch of different tweets that I did. He would just reply with the video. And he'd be like, oh, when are you going to watch the video? When are you going to watch the video? And then he started replying to other people. Sitch is not going to watch I it. saw Sitch, none I'm of like, this because like, I had him muted the whole time. And I was like, I was like, what the... F I was Because at first I just had him mute. So this is the only reason I knew this because after he had his whole big blow up on me mm -hmm. and his like weird conspiracy theory about like we were mean to him because of Jimmy Dore, mm -hmm. um, I just muted him because I'm like, oh, this is like a worthless conversation. And then rather uh, serendipitously, because Twitter's been fucked up for the last couple of days... Although it seems to be fixed now, the mute on him I did I put didn't work. Oh really? Me. I could still see all of his tweets. I could still see all of his tweets. I um, unmuted him, him deliberately, hoping that he had chilled out and he could become a regular guest on the show. Like no, that's no. literally not at all. He got a thousand times worse. But so so even though I muted him, I saw he was just respond like replying to all these tweets I would like put up with his video. Say, when are you going to stop anyway to just respond to my video? And I'm like, oh my God, is he just really going to be? I've had this before. Literally, one of these people that replies to every fucking tweet I put with his stupid fucking video, like, pick me, pick me, pick me, Sitch. When are you going to reply to my video? Watch me, please, Sitch. Oh. And I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to block this guy. Like, this is like, this is pathetic at this point. So then it was weird because then I blocked him. And you know what he did? What did he do? He made a di another Twitter account. You're kidding me. No, no he kidding. made another Twitter account. No, you're And followed kidding. me again. And I was like, oh my God, he's so thirsty. He's you're so kidding. thirsty how for do you, my attention. How do you know it was him? Because when I, because I clicked, it was a V Radio account. It was like V Radio 6 or whatever the fuck his Twitter is. And I saw that there were people that like, the same people that follow his main account were following, like that we know, were following that account. Uh-huh. Well, and I, I was mean, like, oh my he, so he has an alt account. Yeah, it was a it was an alt account. And I was like, oh my god, is he fucking for real? Is he so thirsty he's so thirsty that after I blocked him, he has his alt account up to fucking talk to me. So I just blocked that too. I was like, oh my god, it's ridiculous. I'm never oh. gonna find this completely don't moralizing. He tweets so, there's like a million tweet responses here. I don't know. It's just like it's just the drama. I just I don't care. You know, I'm sorry that you you know we hurt your fifis in the conversation because we disagreed about George W. Bush's intentions for Iraq. Um, I'm sorry you couldn't get past that, but you know, say la vie. Yeah, no. If you if something happens and you like get in a car accident and you have like a completely, you know, new personality and you want to become a regular member on the show again, like no hard feelings here. I'm just right. I told him. Right. Uh, like he made that video and I was in the chat and I left some comments there and and uh, some of our fans uh, left comments as well. God, I, I wish this guy always leaves great comments. He's a mod in the chat, but I'm spacing mm -hmm. on his name right now. He was, uh, oh, it's, no, it's not AKA. He was trying to get, he was basically saying that Neil was st strawmanning us and trying to get Neil to like steel man our position on Iraq. And it was like a noble, noble thing he was doing. But I think <laughs> V ended up uh, deleting his comments and blocking and removing mm. him from the channel. So mm. um, 
And I told him in those comments, I said, V, I'm gonna I blocked you on Twitter just you know, because I don't think this is like healthy for anyone. But, you know, no hard feelings here. Right. So but I it's that weird thing when someone you can't make someone like you. You just can't. And he just right. is super like mad at us. Yeah, and I was like, I don't I mean, I don't okay. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Have a nice life. It's just weird. I was like, okay. Isn't I don't Abe look Aiden would never do this. <laughs> okay. Aiden. I would hope not, yeah. Yeah. And you look for people like that. You look for people that you can spar with. Hopefully, um, Mr. Important never goes down this path. People yeah. do go down this path, though, and I'm just, I don't necessarily know why. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Is it AKA, AKA but, uh, Batosai. Batosai. Are you the one that left the comments? I don't know. I see you in the chat. Nice. Oh, he says, yeah, it is me. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you, Batosai. I thought it was. I don't know. I it it, it seemed like he was like, he, he like characterized like we ganged up on him. I don't know. He felt like personally attacked. I don't know. It was weird, but whatever. We can stop talking about it. it. Just the whole situation was bizarre or his perception of it was bizarre. It is what it is. Look, we, I told TJ if he wants to come on and bring a friend because we're going to I don't want to gang up on him. Like right. we tell people that we're definitely conscious of the two V one, but it was a, like, it was just a stream and he was in the chat and wanted to come on. And we said, sure. And it was, yeah, he didn't come on to talk about Iraq. It was about something different. Yeah, just randomly came up. Anyways, Daniel Irish for $20. Thank you so much. Daniel it says, uh, being okay with your significant other, having only fans or being a sex worker is a cuckold type behavior. Why most of the internet now calls iDubs a cuck. Well, there you go. True. Uh, Derek Contrell for $5 says, Sitch, please consider the following. Willing to easily accept sexualized male attention is very disproportionately a predictor of starting OnlyFans and cheating. I agree. That is true. I think that's a good point. Is it? Yeah. I definitely think that is definitely, definitely true. So then I win. I think it's... There you go. Well, no, he didn't actually make that argument. But um... uh, Organized <laughs> Chaos for $2 says, you don't, you people don't understand. This demonstrates... Thank you, Organized Chaos, again, for the $2. Someone sent us a video. I haven't watched it yet. Someone sent us a video that's supposedly a compilation of Organized Chaos and actual fandom shit-talking us. Did you see this? No, what is it? I don't know. Someone made a, someone made a supercut, supposedly... Or oh yeah, of clips I, of them shit talking us. I didn't watch it yet because like they literally sent it right before the stream started. But they are. I wish they would have just read out the tweets, um, or had computer voice read it out or whatever. Because their tweets, they were shit talking a bunch of tweets and they were showing them on screen. Oh, nice, nice. Well, I'll check it check it out after this. Oh, look, you knew those guys were gonna shit talk us. Uh, yeah, I think it's funny. I'm not surprised. Should I should I email I them and say, hey, listen, why don't you guys come back on? Sure, if they want to come on, I'm down to talk to them again. Yeah, totally. I mean, to be fair, we're doing some shit talking to them too, so I don't, you know. Tons of shit talking. Me. Yeah, what are you talking about? Uh, organized Chaos for Jailer says, you people don't understand. This demonstrates a pattern of behavior where Bethany is rude to people. Therefore, it's fair to call her a racist, sexist, transphobe based on her tweets and politics. There you go. Exactly. True. Yeah. Oh, look. 
It's Chank Uger. Chank oh, Uger is the one and only brown buffalo for $2. Says, you don't understand. This Shervish worker need me to yell at them so they can learn how bad and oppressed they are by capitalism. Of course, that's why I did it. Of course. No, the plane would have never come unless he yelled at him. Of course. Does it matter if the plane comes and you get kicked off it? I mean, I would argue it doesn't. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, come mm -hmm. for two dollars. Mm -hmm. Says splat. Ooh, okay. thank you. <laughs> uh, some weird guy for two dollars says, "Yo, sitch, like the squid comedian." What? Oh, like the squid to the comedian. What do you think will be the squid that brings reality and realization to the fervent leftists? Or do you think they'll need to see the Rorschach explode to get it through to them? Um, yeah, I understand what you're asking me. Um, I think it's going to be a combination of, I think, well, well, there's two questions. I think for, and I've said this a million times, I think for the general public, the thing that's going to that's going to really slap in the face of wokeness is going to be the uh, trans regret stuff blowing up. But for individual leftists, I think it's going to be the exact same thing that totally killed the majority of the leftists in the 60s movement. What? Being an adult and getting a job in the real world. Oh, okay. I I disagree, though, because there, this is the thing about... Uh, gen, Assuming they get it? a non-grievance a non you know grievance study job, right? Like well, no, they job. have so much p political power in the workplace because they're such a giant generation... That's that, not what does it, though. That's not what does it. It's the realization that everyone's shitty and mm -hmm. awful, and that there's not, there's never going to be class consciousness. Oh, okay. I think that's like the wake up call of people. It's like uh, you. I think I think that's what makes you realize you're not going to be living on your commune anytime soon. Right. Yeah. So, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. No, I just they. they they're transforming the entire workplace. So normally, you know, getting a real job would be, was a slap in the face for like our generation, but they're like, yeah, well, let us band together. Why do we have to put up with this? Yeah. I think that's the be slap. I think that's the squid for people is getting that real job or the squid's going to be when you have some white ally who is basically going to be the victim of uh, racism against them even though they're an ally and it's just not going to matter. They're like, I'm a good ally. I'm a, it's like, it's like the guy in the video. Remember he's like, yeah, black <laughs> lives matter. And the guy throws the wait, rock through the window. Wait, I'm on, on your, your side. side. So they throw Second another rock. one. Yeah. That's the wake up call. That's going to be the wake up call for a lot of people. So I don't mean like it's going to be physical, like confrontation, but you know, it's going to be some workplace situation. They get accused of racism. They get fired. They're like, yeah. Oh my God, I'm an ally. No. He looked at my cleavage. Me too. Yeah. yeah. That's what always happens with these people. I mean, if she wasn't wearing that shirt, what the <laughs> hell? Uh, Vosh for $2. Thank you, Vosh. Says, I wash myself with a rag on a stick. Well, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, if you're so afraid to touch yourself, you have to use a stick. I mean, what's going on there? Uh, oh, look, Sam Cedar, our good friend, Sam Cedar. Mm -hmm. Sam Cedar for $2 says, 
I was talking to my grandpa when he suddenly went pale. We tried to scuttle to the hospital as fast as we could, but unfortunately he ended up kicking the bucket. Oh, wow. That's very unfortunate, Sam. Sorry the pale bucket. <laughs> the pale scuttle bucket. Uh, Dr. Diller... Thanks so much, Dr. Lear, for the $2. says, Chank missed his binds to turn off cunt mode. <laughs> and accidentally friendly fired on Anna. Classic gamer move. There you go. True. That happens. True. Listen, his, you know, he's got the Cheeto dust all over his fingers. He's been sweating. They're all greasy. He just slipped. He slipped on the keyboard, okay? Oh, man. He accidentally fired off his N-word bind at his co- his co-host. <laughs> it happens. Uh, Mahler. Hey, look, it's Mahler. Oh, nice. What's Thank up, you, Mahler? Mahler? He hasn't been on the show in a while. Right. Mahler says, damn it, guys. Sitch banned me. Oh, I forgot. I banned Mahler. That's right. Sitch banned me, but not you two. How are we going to get them to reconsider doing the Fight Club stream with us? I don't know how they're going to let me on at this point. Should I apologize? No, never apologize, Mahler. But I, I, why did you ban him, Sitch? Um, I don't remember. Oh, was it because he thought... That continuity was more important than conflict in a. I think it's because he's a proto-American. Oh, that's I'm just, you know a tired of them. Thing, yeah, I, I thought he was yeah. Canadian, but I didn't. I, that accent, I get that's not <laughs> a Canadian. Canadian. That's not a Canadian accent. He does have a very Canadian accent. That's true. Now that you say that, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Oh, okay. So he's he's a uh, he's he's a dirty Britbonger. Right. That's Australian, right? Yeah. <laughs> No, it's New Zealand, obviously. What's what's a bonger? Uh, oh, you have Br to ask. oh, Britannia. Oh, I you got have you. to ask. You'll never know. Okay. Right. Uh, British Isles. <laughs> yes. Yes. Rags for two dollars says, "I don't know, Adam. I don't know, comma. Adam thinks that apologizing is a bad thing. Maybe we should just invite them onto our show and do it there. They didn't say that they wouldn't come onto your show, Mahler. What do you think, Freddie?" Fringy says, no, I don't agree. I think Mahler should apologize to Sitch and make amends. You don't have to to take talk to Adam so Adam wouldn't be disappointed in you. We should honor it as their idea and do it on their stream. Well, there you go. Yeah. Thank you, Fringy. Thank do it you. up. I agree. I mean, I see Mahler on a bunch of different shows now. So, he, I mean, he, Mahler's a hot commodity these days. Yeah, He's hanging out with him. Critical Drinker all the time. And that guy's nice. got over a million subs. So, I I did watch someone recommended, because uh, we were doing the What is Woke video. I watched Critical Drinker's video on Woke. Um, yeah, that's an amazing video. I don't video. agree with his oh. definition. <laughs> Hilarious. But. Okay. But I think it's a great video. Okay, good. Um, I was like, that's and, a great video. And. and Sitch is like, that video sucks. No, 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 no. I don't agree on his definition, but it is a great video. Right. And it's a great video. It's, it's actually wild, too, because no one can say, like, if, if you watch that video, because he talks about both the overuse of the term woke and how he's afraid that yes. people are slipping too far into this, like, totally. if something has diversity, if something has a woman in it calling it woke. Totally. And anyone that's like, because I've heard, you know, when we're talking to actual fandom, and uh oc and maybe we'll bring this up and they're like oh you know critical drinkers fucking nazi racist blah 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 i'm like you can't watch that video and say that because he's you completely can't. yeah he's completely centrist in that video he's 100 percent light centrist in that video so yep that would be a good one to watch with those boneheads right 
CT for $2. Stop giving us money, CT. Says, what is better, oatmeal or cream of wheat? I mean, it's a tie. I, I like them both. I um, I mean, I eat both. I have both. I eat oh, really? oatmeal like almost every day. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And the only thing I substitute for is cream of wheat. I maybe I like the cream of wheat more because it's I eat the oatmeal more often, so I'm a little just kind of sick of yes. it. But I feel like the oatmeal is better for me. So. I've never had cream of wheat in my entire life. Oh, it's delicious. You should what try does it, it taste like? Uh, I think, isn't it like particleized rice? Or is that, no, that's grits. It's that's grits. Particleized yeah, grits wheat. So it's like grits with wheat instead of rice? I, You know, I don't, it's kind of like grits, yeah. But it is hmm. a different taste, yeah. It's good, I like it. Why would it be less healthy than oatmeal? I feel like because it's more processed. Oatmeal. Oh, is you just lose like, some of the. Uh, yeah, that is that does happen. You have like whole grain oatmeal, which is what right. I eat. It's just like yeah, yeah. you know, that's good stuff for you right there. Mm -hmm. Interesting. You don't, you don't okay. eat oatmeal. You just drink oat milk. No, I, I I eat oatmeal sometimes. What do you eat for breakfast? I eat oatmeal sometimes for breakfast. Yeah. Okay. You put mix some it up. Uh, put some brown sugar in there. I need to start or counting my brown sugar and cinnamon again. into it. Almost, almost good. I just never had cream of wheat before. Arithmus for two dollars says I've been reading the Murder Next Door. There you go, the Murder Next Door by David M. Bus this week. And based on that book, I think Adam has the psychology right for the husband in the OnlyFans debate, but Sitch has the psychology right for the wife. Interesting. I agreed with Adam, though, in terms of that's why people are mad. I do think that is why the psychology behind why the husband's getting mad. So that's oh, interesting. I'm so glad someone's reading a book. I'm, I'm getting go. so many, like, Adam wrote it in a book, so it has to be true. <laughs> like, that's just so far from my position. It's such a straw man. And it's like an anti-intellectual straw man. Like, I, like, you're not reading books? What do you... More for nerds, okay. Yeah. yeah, well, books are for everyone. What are you talking about? Books are I, for everyone, but yeah, that's interesting. I, I think you're, I think you're right. You should read that book, Sitch. I'm telling you, I that, book, that book, yeah. that book is a page turner. Like, okay. it is, you're just on the edge of your seat. I gotta read White Fear. Don't read that book. <laughs> you want me to read White Fear? That's that's one of the books that if someone posted something from on twitter i'd be like oh yeah so you saw it in a book and therefore it's true <laughs> look this guy's a ding dong what do you yeah. oh look doomer media is back how are we almost to the last super chat doomer's mad because we're like we're trying to wrap up like meanwhile two hours later <laughs> i know well look we had to go on a huge v is a piece of shit side cool. here's the problem i i like talking to doomer but if he comes on if, if a guest comes on, it adds another hour or two hours to the thing. So. That's why we're going to do it for like 15 minutes after the last Super Chat. That's or true. Five, we'll ten minutes. On. We're almost done. Okay. Arithmus for, for two, four, six dollars says, I also read the Dictator's Handbook, and I think it's both incredibly persuasive and a huge misopportunity. The cynical way that groups, that the cynical way that groups autocracy and democracy together and shows both operate in the same principles, 
be very persuasive to the neo-reactionaries in that it affirms a lot of their criticisms of democracy while also demonstrating how it only gets worse in autocracies. However, the virtue signal of the she-her pronouns when speaking of a hypothetical autocrat and the heavy focus on Trump in the 2020 election in the latter portion of the book undermines its credibility to exactly the audience that should read it the most. I completely agree. I completely agree. When I well, see when I hear those yeah. she her pronouns in the they should use they. <laughs> yeah, but but here's the problem. The the whole NRX position is that they think things will be better under an autocracy. So just so the fact the book has criticisms of democracy but then demonstrates it gets worse in autocracy would instantly turn them off, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, I I agree with the sentiments. I don't necessarily right. know. Yeah, they they have a fundamental problem. They all believe in elite theory, which right. is like kind of like selectorate theory. Only elite theory believes democracy is a complete farce. It's like stupid. Uh... Selectorate theory, yeah. Selectorate theory. Well, to be fair, it might be not have been stupid at the time of its creation. Yeah. I don't think it's applicable to the way democracies work. No. Because obviously it was created by people that were not existing in a democratic society. Well, and there are there are literally democracies that are a farce. There's mm -hmm. the North Korean democracy, which everyone votes. Yeah, why well, obviously it's not a democracy. It's rigged, yeah. Right. Right. So if you're living in that situation, then you're like, yeah, democracy is a farce. I just, I, I think it's, I think it's kind of like the problem with people applying the realist uh, international relations strategy to everything. Like, you could have a country that operates under realism will follow that model, or countries that operate under liberalism will follow a liberal model. Same way with like, I think selective theories were going to be how basically people operate under democracies and maybe elite theory is going to be how people operate in non-democracies in autocracy so, yeah in autocracies yeah so I, I just i don't think you can have a universal theory of like all this you know these political theories so well i mean elite theory is kind of selectorate theory in autocracy though because they i mean they literally spell it out like that that you know, there are these ruling elites that are keeping the autocrat in power. Right. And the populace, who, which doesn't vote, doesn't matter. Right. Um, Azert for 1355. Thank you so much. Because I would love to listen to your opinion on Peter Joseph, author of the Zeitgeist movie and, and movements, latest Facebook post about the word woke where he rants about how he's so tired of it and it's hilarious and it's hilarious and somewhat interesting. Yeah. Um, v has had Peter Joseph on his podcast and is a giant Peter Joseph fan. And, uh, I think Peter Joseph is like a complete moron. And I was like trying to get V to get Peter Joseph on our show for us because I was like, I disagree with everything this guy says. Like, he's a total conspiracy nut job. So. Uh, he says, I don't know if this is one of your time off. He says, if I hear one more person use the word woke, I'm going to blow my brains out. How many vague, ultimately meaningless group identifying ideological labels can the society possibly come up with to completely ignore the specifics on an issue? Nobody debates anything of relevance anymore. 
Everything is this categorical orgy of loose associations and BS. When people argue, they simply vomit these idiotic associations out against another idiotic association. I recently heard the phrase woke capitalism. What the fuck does that even mean? We have become a culture of adjective whores. If we don't like a given fact or issue and are too immature to approach the issue directly, we simply throw out our favorite dismissive adjective on it and move on. I implore the overlord reptilian aliens to please get me off this goddamn woke planet ASAP. The woke stupidity is woke unbearable. Yeah, this is the exact same charge with Jordan Peterson only saying word salad because you don't happen to understand what is being said, which just makes you look like an idiot. Well, what he's describing, the sort of adjective horrorism, where people just throw these like loose associations out of each other to dismiss others' arguments, I mean, isn't that basically the political process since the dawn of human history? <laughs> Like, I don't think that's anything new in American politics. You can go back in American politics and, I mean, you know, was we talked about, the, you know, was it uh, Newt Gingrich, you know, calling someone woke, you know, the, the label they used instead was like liberal. Remember, he made liberal a dirty word, you know, in the late 80s and the early 90s. Yeah, but it still has a meaning. I no, get right, it. But I'm just I saying, totally like, get it. Right. What he's complaining about, I mean, I, I fine. Like, you know, first of all, it depends on where your focus is. If your focus is on like random assholes in Facebook posts and Twitter, it's all just like going to be this dumb shit he's talking about. But when we like debate other creators, that's generally not what they're doing because they can't really fill, you know, time by just having this like, you can fill time by being stupid, but you need to actually get into the arguments, you know, pick them apart a little bit. You can't just hide behind these labels. So I don't know where his focus is at. Maybe he's just replying to like random idiot, you know, people on Twitter or Facebook or something. But secondly, that's just, that's the way that, you know, these political fights have been going on since, you know, from the beginning of fucking American history has been these sort of, oh, I mean, that's why this is, you know, Sitchin Adams law, Sitchin Adams law is, you know, both political sides try to point at extremists in the other person's movement and use a broad brush to paint everyone in the movement as that extremist. Yeah. That's been going on forever. We need to so, nail that down. I just, <laughs> I, I just, I know, I know. But so, yeah. but, but that's, but that's, I don't know. It's just weird to me that, that he's only thinking that that's a problem now not only that like this is the problem that bob and dane ran into because yeah. they're li living under the assumption that woke is just a meaningless word as soon as we trot well, out the definition of woke and we want to have a serious conversation with some right. substance they're completely inept and unable to engage in any way shape or form well peter the zeitgeist guy is in the same position is he not he basically just said it's a, like a meaningless word well I think he's. I think he's saying something different. I don't think he's saying necessarily that the concept is meaningless. I think he's just saying people use it to the point of it being meaningless, um, which some people do. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. Um, right, but I think with 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 Bob and Dane, mm -hmm. um, I think it's a little different. I think they know exact. I think they were engaged in performative stupidity. I think they knew exactly what we were talking about, and we're just pretending that they didn't. Oh, okay. So, no, I think they were. They were engaging in honest to God stupidity. Myself, right. well, actually, I, th I think Bob was more like was more willing to reveal his power level. I think Dane was doing this like performative dance to try to cover up some weird shit. So I don't know. It was a weird conversation, but I mean, he was really nervous. We were gonna pull out the monkey comment, <laughs> which we did. <laughs> the chat did. What are you saying? Oh, that's right. Don't the blame us. Did, yeah. Okay. We're innocent. That's true. We're innocent. Chats How dare you?
the most dope for two dollars says people change political positions all the time. Question is how much? Oh, I read that one. Um, all I right, read that one. I've made my greatest work of art now, Sitch. Oh, I haven't been looking life, at the screen. Life is worth living now. This is so stupid. <laughs> this is amazing. It's so stupid. What are you talking? Look, I'm oh literally. Look, you are smoking the biggest blunt, and I'm lighting it with my laser vision. This is so stupid. <laughs> this, oh is this is how you know that Adam is just like a druggie. Like this is <laughs> this like is amazing. He's like, oh my god, I put a blunt on him. It's hilarious. When I when I thought of this, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be so cool. This is so lame. <laughs> Oh my God, this should be our new logo. Right. <laughs> uh, Solido, no, I shouldn't. Solidoge for $2 says So this guy comes on, I wonder who he's talking about, claims that every disagreement <laughs> is because others are just ignorant rubes. They also show he understands the other position with one exception and expects us to believe he's good faith. No, he's hiding his power level. So, so Solidoge thinks that I'm really important, is hiding his power level. Everybody I I, suspects yeah, that. I don't agree. I don't, I think he's just. I think he just has a, a very classically left-wing uh, perspective of like of right-wingers. So yeah, unless maybe you're using the word hiding his power level in a in a way I'm not following. But well, that's that's a problem of stereotypes because he just right. has a classic stereotype of conservatives, which is just right. wrong and bad. And well. I mean, I guess I understand why, you know, you get that impression because like a lot of what he's talking about is he's talking about like how to, he's talking about the performance in which people put on to try to convince other people. And so by describing that verbally, and then you combine that with his negative take of conservatives, I understand why that puts in people's minds like, oh, this is like a performance. So I, I mean, like, I get where you're coming from. But I think... um I think someone that's actually being, you know, nefarious, someone who's actually trying to be manipulative, they're not going to tell you, right? They're not going to tell you all that stuff openly. They're not going to have that kind of conversation, so. But I understand what you're saying. Academic agent. Oh, look, it's our good friend academic agent for $2. Says, ha, 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 sitch. I'm totally over you. In fact, I met a very handsome guy, and we're in a, a polycue now. His name is Neil, and he wears a V for Vendetta mask. Oh, my and God. we're so happy. <laughs> Quick, Sitch is looking. Let's cuddle. Oh, man. I can't <laughs> well, wait. there you go. V constantly reaches out to people to come on his show. I cannot wait until he has academic agent on his show. I really can't. Because I, I know he's not going to be able to help talking about us with academic agent. And when so, that happens, you guys have to let us know if we well, miss I, it. For, okay, to be fair to V, I don't think he's going to have a conversation with academic agents. <laughs> Why not? I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. He, he had he's Peter pretty Pugat. violently opposed to academic agents' worldview. So, I, I yeah, but no. look, he's actively seeking out people who hate us. Okay, it would be funny, but I don't think it's going to happen. Really. It would be hilarious, but so um, I listened to it's very long, like over two hours. Uh, Are we on I the can... last super chat? Can I send Doomer the link? Yeah, you can send the link. Okay. Um, 
I listened to Academic Agent had a super long conversation with Richard Spencer. Yeah. And it's very interesting. What happened? I don't I never Very I, interesting. I you shared it for the first time and I was like, whoa. Yeah, right. someone sent it to me. I don't know, it was on someone's Substack. I don't even know whose Substack it was. Someone sent it to me. It was very interesting. Um in it, we discover that Did you watch the video? How's it on someone's Substack? I I mean it's on someone's Substack for free. Oh, it's a video though? It's just audio. No okay, video. okay. Um in it, we discovered buried deep within, uh, somewhat subtly, that yes, Richard Spencer still is a white nationalist. No <laughs> way. Not. How long yes. ago was this? This is recently. This is really. Just yeah, he's he's still a white nationalist. Um, he's My. just trying. He's just trying to be coy about it. No Him way. and his friend have concocted some sort of like weird fake religion, kind of like the flying spaghetti monster called like Apolloism or something. No way. They're trying to be like coy about their, na their no racial nationalism. Way. Yes way. Yeah. So that was very interesting. Cause I know, you know, destiny had his conversation with Richard and it wasn't really clear whether Richard was still a white nationalist or not. Um, and so the answer is yes, he still is. And it was interesting because, you know, he was talking about the white identitarian movement with, academic agent they're kind of talking about like the things that we you know quote we need to do <laughs> so, i don't know it is it's very interesting it's very interesting conversation weird shit is talked about in that conversation but so uh rhythmus for two dollars says adam i need you to focus the original argument they are you focusing adam yeah i sent doomer the link on discord to his goofy new name Doomer, uh, people don't like change. I don't. Why are you trying to confuse everybody? See, Adam, you're not focusing. Everything needs okay, you to I'm focus. Focused. I'm focused. Focus, Adam. Focusing. Adam, the original argument was not whether the OnlyFans models would be more unfaithful. It's whether sex work creates unstable households for children. Don't let Sitch keep moving the goalposts. True. Yes. Yes. So, do you, but do you know why the goalpost got moved off of that? Because you wanted to win the argument, and you knew you couldn't win if you kept it in the same place. No, That's because why. I I instantly agreed with that and said, yeah, that it would create more unstable children. I never disagreed with that. Okay, position. so I win. So there you go, you win. <laughs> that was not that Game, was not something set, I was contesting. Match. Look at that. There you go. Thank you for bringing that up because often I do. You know, I think. I see something and I'm like, maybe I can put a blunt on this. And I'm next, okay. I'm thinking about something. Completely well, no, I did. Different. I did say I wondered if now with the prevalency of nudes, if that would have an impact on the child school aspect. But I don't. I don't know because obviously I'm not a kid, so yeah, no clue. But I obviously it would. Hello, Doomer. Look, he's here already. Nice. How Welcome, dare you, old friend? <laughs> What do you mean? How dare, how dare we what? How dare you? Yeah. Say you're going to send a link and then not send a link for two and a half, three fucking hours. Are you, well, we're trying to wrap up here. Are you, uh, yeah, you said that three <laughs> hours ago. Are you using a voice modulator, Doomer? No, it's, wait, do I, am I on, oh, fuck, I might be on the webcam, uh, mic one second. You sound like your nose is a little stuffy, like you have a cold. No, I. Don't I know. Every, everything's been fucking weird since I like uh, installed a webcam. It like fucks with my audio when I join shit. Hold on a second. Uh, okay. Me... okay. I did see another video mm -hmm. that was 
I think by a guy using this this new name that you're using. I don't know if it's secret or not, so I don't know if I should say it. But and I was wondering because I listened to the video and I thought, is this Doomer with a voice modulator? <laughs> I feel like it might be. And now that you jumped on our stream, yeah, you're like, oh man. And it seems like did that that did sound like a voice modulator, did it not? To no, you? it didn't. I don't know what you're. I I, yeah, I, I don't have a voice modulator. Do I? Do I sound weird, such? You just sound like your nose is a little stuffy. Uh, okay. I don't know. Do you, okay. So do you make videos, other videos, as a, with a voice modulator and pretend to be someone different? Is no, that something you've ever done? I don't make videos with a voice modulator. Well, why would I do that? I don't know. <laughs> I, it's weird. That's why I'm asking you if you've done it. <laughs> the answer is no. Okay, well, let's po Let's poll chat. Chat, well, do I sound like I have a voice modulator? Well, there's another there's another channel that's like your the new channel name that you're doing that's making videos that are. Wait, who? Hold on, let me check. Are we allowed to say the name or no? It's... Yeah, it's Parallax. Okay, Parallax. Yeah. There, there's a, I saw somebody else with my name, but they haven't made a video for like years. Well, maybe maybe that's the one I stumbled upon. I was like, oh look, it's Doomer finally made another video. I'm dying to see. Look, we want you to make content. We're all artists here, Doomer, and you're lagging yeah, I, on. I, I made I made content today. I just recorded a video, but Adobe fucking After Effects has been fucking me around, so I've been trying to <laughs> figure out. After Effects, <laughs> waiting for a link from you, fuck boys. Yeah, After Effects has better keying. Oh my god! I sound like my mic is fucked. Are you kidding me, dude? It, After Effects does have better keying. I, I do agree with that. Yeah, After Effects has key light, and Premiere is just Who fucking cares? garbage. But uh, well, it's relevant a... when you're making green screen footage. Look at this. I still need to switch my mic. On. This is a five hundred dollar mic. Okay, I don't know what's going on. I look. I've talked through fucking OBS and fucking Zoom and Discord, and I don't know why everything gets fucked up. Right. My my audio settings seem normal. They're pulling we're, it from my okay. focus, right? Well, the audio sounds fine. Tell it doesn't us. Sound, it just sounds like a little. You just sound a little stuffy. Like you're not. Know, what's on your mind, Doomer? Why'd you want to come on? Wait, the is show? chat? Wait, is chat fucking with me? Of course they are, Doomer. <laughs> Oh, fuck's sake. I don't well, I, I don't remember, Adam. I had a reason fucking six hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> I asked to come on. Now well, I don't was it something? How, how, what did you think of our guest? Do you think he's being hiding his power level or do you think he's sincere? Uh, I think he's based in Red Pilled and I'm glad Chad is coping, but I have no idea what happened. What, what, what I mean, he does, he does share your conviction about January 6th being worse than 9-11, so... I wait. When did I say that? Last time you were on. <laughs> I said January six was worse than nine eleven. I don't think I said that. You did say that. Did I say it was worse or that it was scarier or something? How are you letting us gaslight you so easily? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we almost had him. Sit just a couple uh... more rounds. Look, Doomer, do you think you're transgender? I think you might be. <laughs> If first of all, that only think, works on eight-year-olds, okay. Do you think you were born in the wrong body? <laughs> I was, well, I was born in the wrong body, but, I mean, changing my gender isn't going to help. Yeah, he's stout-gendered, okay? He's supposed to be a little stout, little stout guy. Do you think you were born in the wrong body? You sound like my dad. There's, um, there's two YouTube channels. There's Parallax, that's Parallax Media, and then there's Parallax yeah, Parallax, period. Parallax Media was the one that I thought might be Doomer. 
Okay. Wait, the, wait, the one with the fucking, there's like an Asian guy doing fucking cringe 12 year old YouTube. Oh, wait, you, you thought that was me? Yes. There's an Asian guy who did a video three months ago. Oh no, Parallax Media. You wait, there's two Jumer of them. What the Asian fuck? Adam? Whatever, dude. Fuck these people. 88 views, dude. We, we can we can we can clap on this. Okay. Well, that's what made me think it was Doomer. It only had like 88 views. I was like, wow. I tried to tell him. Wow. I tried to wow. tell him. This fucking Vosh video has 600,000 views. Eat my dick. Damn. Yeah, because it's about Vosh. You're talking, I want to make, you know, art videos about movies nobody's ever seen. That's not. I'm making a video about Quentin Tarantino. Okay. I. Oh, well, that'll get views. Fucking... That'll what? definitely get, that'll get views. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. That's a good job. Why? why you, that, you know, you had a great question, Adam. Why did I want to come on? Great question. <laughs> he had a, I can't imagine what was going through my head. <laughs> it happens every fucking time. Come on here and get fucking trolled. <laughs> now you're going to send a link. Don't fucking send a link. Bring me on fucking send me up Gas River about some fucking bullshit that didn't fucking happen. Give me shit for not fucking posting content. Fucking compare me to some fucking cringe lords. Say my video's going to have 88 fucking views. And then you're going to end the fucking stream. Just go ahead. Do that fucking harmonic at him. End the fucking stream. I know it's going to fucking happen. Yep. Wait, oh, I, I'm not sure we're done with all the super chats. Are we done? I wish we were, because that would have been the perfect way. To... <laughs> he gave us the perfect outro. Damn it! Oh my god! Stick around, dude. We're gonna read a couple more we'll super chats. Clip that outro. <laughs> Use it for something. <laughs> oh my god! Apparently, someone in someone in chat said I'm rocking one video per account. Eat my asshole. <laughs> Eat my asshole, chat. <laughs> Don't, Listen, don't you, I see you. All you do is troll. All you do is troll in the chat. Okay. Look, it's our little, goal is to have. Fair when you come on. What our... did I ever do to you, chat? We've had a very <laughs> exactly. cordial relationship. Exactly. Look, it's our goal to share our audience with you, Doomer. But if you keep insulting them, that makes it quite difficult. I don't. I don't want. I don't want your audience. I'm gonna go to the fucking. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the YouTube settings and ban Sitch and Adam. Anybody who says that, their fucking their comments go into the goddamn shadow realm. Okay, I'll fucking find your accounts and I'll fucking ban the shit. Okay, I don't, ban, I don't want ban why keywords why, on Doomer's animal, channel. Sitch Adam gone. Class Doberman's fucking gone. In why would you do that? Fucking gone. <laughs> Look, we have Get a out. We have a decent sized audience here. That could help. That could give you a leg up. I don't understand why you'd want to. Why you wouldn't want to take advantage of that? What I, audience? The, are... the last thing, look, I've already had one YouTube account that gets boosted by a fucking right wing audience of transphobes. Okay, I've been there once. I don't mm. want to be there again. <laughs> we need to get a, not... <laughs> an authentic audience of of kind hearted <laughs> people, not there these fucking monsters that are they're hanging out in your chat. <laughs> I mean, okay. I guess you're I guess you're trying to mirror Vosh's audience, which is ironic considering the your first. <laughs> Winning video. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you got it. You got to get rid of this emoji. This this emoji is this is hate speech. <laughs> Which one? The the uh, the murder face one. The murder. Everyone loves What's that. What's fucked emoji, up is though. I'm gonna I'm gonna post a video with my face on it like in like two days, and I look nothing really? like this, and the, the, they're just gonna fucking say I do. I know what's gonna happen. You look exactly like murder face. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like a murder face. Doomer, we're gonna show that video on our show. <laughs> it's gonna be nonstop murder. <laughs> oh, IJP says he's my seventeenth sub. I will absolutely ban you. Let me go. How do I? How do I see who's subbed to me and fucking ban them? What is the? Ch what is, what's the channel so I can subscribe? Did you even right have now? a channel? The subscribe? The sub to? 
Yeah, I've had the channel for a while. I just haven't oh, posted okay. any videos. I'm going to post. So like I'm working on a first channel video, but it's like super high effort motion graphics 3D shit. And it's taken a while. Wow. Um, I'm going to start uploading a bunch of second channel videos like really soon. Look, you have like. Is it is it your second channel if you've never uploaded the first channel yet? Well, either, Sitch. What is the, I, what is I, the parallel? No patience for right now. Sitch. Is the first channel? On, I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you links, Adam. Sim, look. Let's put a link in the chat right now. Yeah. Everyone wants to. No, he doesn't want our audience. I, <laughs> these fucking monsters, dude. Come on. These gremlins you've got hanging around in the chat. These fucking homunculi. Not is it, is it Listen, the... don't speak bad of gremlins. Okay. Is it the big P or is it? Oh, I guess it's the big P with. No, that's. Here, I'm sending you. I'm sending you a link. How many subscribers do you have? Seventeen, because I'm a Chad. Okay. So it's not appearing in search here. Okay. Look, he's got a second channel too. Second Parallax. Parallax movies. Okay. Why is it? Why is the name Parallax? You big fan? Why not? Of DC comments. Why are you named PSA bitch? Like uh, we had a conversation the, about that. The Green Lantern supervillain. Like he's the big monster Parallax. No, I don't. Not about the fucking Green Lantern. Now I'm rethinking it. There's a fucking comic book character named Parallax. I'm One clicking the, the bell. Famous, I'm clicking the bell right now, Doomer. The, the most famous Green Lantern villain of all time, I think, is called Parallax. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, uh, you know this. You must have Googled Parallax before you did, chose this. Not really. It, so, okay. <laughs> not really. As, as for why the name. So, like, there's a, there's a reason people are going to assume. So like one of the things I'm going to be big on is 3D motion graphics and like creating parallax effects with shit. So like people are going to assume it's that because of the style of the channel. What is wait, what does parallax mean? I don't know what that word means. Uh, parallax is like a, parallax it's a, means? It's a big monster from Green Lantern. I can't no, believe par it. Parallax is a is a cinema effect that happens where like you get a, a certain sense of depth when things are moving at different um, depths of field. It's how they measure distance to stars too. Stellar parallax. I never heard that term. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a cinema term. But the okay. but the real reason before I even knew that I was going to be doing that is that Johnny Harris said, "Wouldn't Parallax be a cool name in a video?" And I was like, "I just kind of stuck. I don't know." There you go. There you go. Well, we're gonna call you Doomer. Yeah, I, oh, I I'm not I'm gonna go by Doomer here because we're talking about politics. I'm not talking about politics on the new channel, dude. Fuck that. All okay, right, seventeen. CT for two dollars says we love your book recommendations, Adam. That Mac and I are reading the book about men you mentioned recently. We're now terrified of men. Thanks, Adam. Good. You should be. That's the proper way to be in the world, ladies. Look, we almost what doubled your subscriber count already. What is this Just book? Just one post this? in the chat. And what is this look, book, Adam? Especially, I know some people are here that we're trying to talk out of being transphobic bigots. But if you are transphobic, I want you to subscribe, especially. So run over there. <laughs> God damn it. Run over there and subscribe. Yeah, sure. Transphobes welcome. Yeah, just yeah, all, all the transphobes, the Trump supporters, you coping motherfuckers in chat that think the 2020 election was stolen. Yeah, right. pile on in. Yeah. On his first video, you just reply, uh you just you get what you need to do, you need to get like a murder face um ASCI art. Jesus fuck. <laughs> just post it. If you if you post a murder face ASCII, I will I will remove you from the channel and report you to YouTube. <laughs> For hate speech. Is there even a murder face ASCII? Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> There's gotta be somewhere. I'm, gotta I, be somewhere. I gotta look that up. Murder gonna face ASCII one. art. 
man. Yes, Chad, I kept the avatar. I don't want to hear shit about an avatar from this fucking shadow monkey over here. All right? Don't talk about my fucking avatar. My avatar is great. Why do you have an avatar? Why do you have a, an avatar of a different person if you're gonna have your face in your videos? I I don't know. Why not? Fuck it. Who cares? Well, um, my face isn't my face isn't gonna be in main channel videos. It's gonna be in second channel videos. Oh. Oh, okay. Like the, the, the purpose okay. of the second channel is to make lower effort stuff that's like second monitor content. I I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Like yeah, because like yeah. Gotcha. main channel videos like being realistic there's going to be less than one every two months it's just too fucking hard to make so like i can make second channel videos in a day or less pretty easily and upload those regularly that have a steady stream of content and stuff like that and like not everything needs to be super high effort right sure of course i mean look at me i don't do anything high effort anymore. yeah you, you don't do a goddamn thing <laughs> well i mean I just roll out of bed true get adam I mean... to make a fucking thumbnail for you show up you're not even here half the time. You're not on camera, so nobody even does. You just fucking mute your mic, walk away, mm -hmm. let Adam fucking go elephant on the guest for two hours, come That's back. That's literally what happens, yeah. I just fucking... Yeah. Not always. Take a shower, eat a eat a full-course meal. Usually no when I usually when I leave, Sitch notices, though. He always it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit more noticeable. Wow. You're, okay. you're held accountable. Because I put my yeah. camera up, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm still here, I swear. I'm still here. Still here. <laughs> uh, ben Toki for five Aussie bucks says, on the conservatives are ignorant hypothesis. Why are conservatives better at guessing progressive views? Yeah, well, that's a good point. Well, they're not guessing. That's why. Understanding, yeah. Yeah. Uh, contrast for 12 months. Thanks so much, Contrast, says Adam. The issue is you sometimes tout something you read in a book as fact without explaining the underlying logic. S-Class are a bunch of bronies. Well, I agree with that S-Class part, but... Yeah. Yeah, no, maybe yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. I should work on that. Uh, I'm just going to stop saying I read it in a book. I'm just going to say, oh, this is my idea. The last yeah, thing you read you, in a book that we Why would you self-identify as a fucking nerd? Yeah, that's the problem, Doomer. You're exactly right. The last thing you read in a book that we disagreed about, you were wrong, though. Or the book was wrong. Uh, what was it? Uh, the gay men hypothesis. Look, that wasn't wrong. I totally set you straight by the fact that he was talking about South America, a deeply homophobic society. Oh, look at this fucking revisionist history here. Okay. I mean, well, I literally said that in the stream, but you just okay. weren't listening. No, that didn't happen. We had we had to have yeah. resident Sitch and Adam Gay, Danimal. You could Wait, go. What is, that's not look, true. You could go to the stream and listen to it, and you know, okay. you'd find. Can you can you explain what's going on on screen right now, please, Adam? I put up is a murder it? face icon. And why, and why would you do that? <laughs> well, I could have. <laughs> he did. That was great. That was that was perfect. Yes. <laughs> Come on. That was so good. Oh my god! Wait, why are you guys saying I look like Little Dicky? What are you talking will about? Will you do? Will you do the voice it's for us, Doomer, just once? I I will never do the voice. <laughs> Come on, just once. I just will never one do time. the voice. Look, I have the I have the but thing. I could have. <laughs> just give it a shot. It's fun. I'm not gonna do the voice, but I can. <laughs> I can't. I lost it. I'm so sad. You gotta be so happy. I lost the voice. Disappeared. Doomer. Yeah, I never had it. Yeah, watch this in it. <laughs> <laughs> this sound. 
I don't know do how you he can do it. you with, with Murphase, but I love it. Come on, Doomer, you can do it. I believe Come on, in Doomer. you. I believe in you, Doomer. <laughs> so what does Doomer just, look like? Doomer, just, looks, Doomer looks like Jay from Red Letter Me. <laughs> just talk like you're about to spit a loogie. Come on, you can do it, Doomer. Just once. Everyone will love it. We will all... I, we will all laugh. Every, everyone, everyone will love it. Yeah, that's, I, I definitely come here to debase myself for the for the fucking entertainment of your fucking Nazi mm. audience. Yeah. Okay. What? Why are you so cruel? If Doomer doesn't do the voice, he officially loves Sitch. That is true. Doomer, I think you should make this the your channel icon now. I don't know why you're fighting it. People, it's gonna be great when you're on camera, Doomer. We're someone's gonna be able to. Take, we're gonna have our fans. Uh, they're gonna be able to like deep fake the video and then add her face. <laughs> oh my god! I, un unacceptable. Oh my god! You're right, <laughs> Sitch. That's gonna be amazing. We'll have Doomer's face doing murder face. Well, it'll be better for when I come on your stream so I can actually use like uh, cam and stuff. It's a lot funnier when I'm getting fucking pissed off if you can see my face. Oh yeah, totally. It is. I gotta admit it. Getting mm -hmm. triggered on camera is way better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do Doomer, I do think the, uh, I do think a murder face icon would really make that channel pop. Yeah, you know what? I agree. That's a good icon. That's yeah. I'm just not feeling it. I'm just not feeling it. <laughs> look at the black and white one. That look, that's that's like that's, that's you, based. man. That's your brand. Black and white murder face. That's based. Yeah, that's good. No, you don't like that. Unacceptable. How do you feel about um, Mr. Girl's Destiny Manifest? Yeah, what's going on there, Doomer? Oh, man. Let's I know everything about, about that shit. I know everything about that shit. What do, what do you guys know about it? I have, I, I I have been watched... meticulously following it. Okay. I only watched Chud talk about it for an hour, and then I got bored. So Yeah, I know. I watched for like 15 minutes, so I got even less knowledge. Mm -hmm. It's Yeah, I, I went on... Um, I went on Dev's stream. He had a stream right when it came out, and I ended up just basically explaining everything for like an hour of all the <laughs> fucking lore. Why like, do you I don't know even... so much about this? Because I it's I'm a drama frog, dude. It's fucking oh great. My God. Why don't you do a drama channel? It'd be way more. I mean, that yeah, would be real popular. Nah, nah, that's nah, nah, nah. You, nah. you could be you listen, you basically already have the personality of Keemstar, okay? True. Ex excuse me. <laughs> Okay, first of all, Sitch, I am pretty fucking fast, okay? I'll give you that. But uh -huh. aside from that, what, what else do I have in common with fucking Keemstar? I mean, the general shit. energy, right, Chad? He has this very Keemstar-like energy. Just <laughs> absolutely disrespectful. Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. So can you give us, like, a, a non-hour-long, like, a... Uh, I, I can fucking... Tr There's so many fucking details, but I'll try. All right, so... Uh, Destiny is a streamer and fuckboy who, yeah, uh, who is Destiny a massive tumor. <laughs> yeah, so so Destiny has fucks a lot of people and does dumb shit trying to get laid. Um, and then also uh, there's this whole drama with um, Mr. Girl. So, uh, I, God, I, I, so much I have to explain. Okay, so Mr. Girl is this huge orbiter of Destiny. And then, like, 
Uh, Destiny was like platforming Nick Fuentes. Mr. Girl got really fucking butthurt about that. Uh, Mr. Girl's fans were being absolute fucking nonces in Destiny's subreddit. So Destiny's subreddit moderator Forethought banned Mr. Girl and Mr. Girl fans from the subreddit, which led to a massive fucking Based. like spurg fest between uh mr girl and destiny where mr girl like grovel was groveling literally on his knees Soy. begging destiny to let him back on the subreddit and destiny told him to fuck off and then destiny said he was going to war with the subreddit and shit and like or sorry uh mr girl said he was going to war with the subreddit and destiny wouldn't fucking relent so mr girl fucking burned the bridge and said fuck you then started investigating him for sexual abuse because lab is serial liar and dipshit is uh mr girl's adopted daughter or some creepy fucking shit right and then like wait 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 uh, wait daughter isn't that he has sex daughter? with or are you just being sarcastic no no he 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 calls her his daughter oh okay it's it's creepy anyway lab's like a fucking tiktok influencer musician fucking dipshit liar piece of shit um it, it, like destiny fucked lav and like Lab has alternated back and forth between saying it was sexual abuse and saying that she enjoyed it or some shit. Uh, and like, <laughs> this started up a big well, fucking what investigation. What happened at the time? During the sex. Uh, I think Destiny ate her out or something. I know they didn't have like full intercourse. I think Destiny ate her out. I don't know exactly. And now there's now she's saying that she forced... He forced her to eat his ass or something. I don't. I don't what? know all the details of, of the sex they had. There's look. There's a lot to this. There's like it's split timelines. It's like Christopher Nolan wrote this fucking thing, okay? Because <laughs> there's like what they said at the time, and then there's what they said in the future, and like the story has changed. Well, that, yeah, that's why I was at, that's why I was asking mm -hmm. specifically like during the sex usually is my where I'm like, well, if you enjoyed it while you were having it, then it was consensual. So, I mean. Well, on, on multiple occasions, Lav has backed off all of her allegations and said that he didn't do anything wrong. This has happened more than once. So, mm -hmm. I mean, she's just like literally a serial pathological liar dipshit. She's admitted mm -hmm. that she's a liar. It, she's lied on all. Anyway, Lav is Lav is a lying fucking moron. There's a different situation with this girl Anna, where it's a lot more complicated and like. I know about this, the Anna drama. Yeah, I think I know so more about that than. Anyway, like Anna was Lab... a stalker girl who was uh, stalking Destiny, right? Well, it's, I mean, kind of like for a while that she definitely was kind of a stalker, but it's more complicated. Yeah, but he was actually that. doing stuff with her, to making the stalking worse. Um. Well, for, for a while, okay, it there's like so many different timelines. For a while, Destiny was making it worse, and then for like six to eight months, he really wasn't. She was just kind of going nuts all the time. And he wasn't doing shit. And then, like, they started sexting again or something. Yes. I don't, it's, it's so, so fucking, fucking complicated. Stupid. Yes. Yeah, it's so fucking complicated. But anyway, basically, Lav told Mr. Girl about her situation and the Anna situation. Um, and then Mr. Girl got this idea in his head that Destiny has a sadistic fetish for bringing for fucking women, bringing them on stream, and then fucking, like, verbally beating them up and having his community dogpile them to get off. And, and then, like, oh, he confronted wow. Destiny about this on his stream. And then De Mr. Girl started messaging every single fucking person, every single woman that Destiny's ever talked none, to, none and messaging people true, that Destiny right? follows on Instagram. That it, it yeah. And it, like he he Mr. Girl messaged 40 or 50 people. Um there's so many fucking people Mr. Girl messaged to do this investigation. He was investigating Destiny's quote unquote sexual abuse for four or five months. He's calling him the Harvey Weinstein of Twitch, making this big fucking deal. And then like three days ago, Mr. Girl drops this like it, it like gargantuan schizo post it's twice as long as the great gatsby it's longer than like three of the harry potter books literally over a hundred thousand words long about destiny with 
legitimately zero no no new information. Like yeah, no, no new information. Hold, hold on, he doesn't have the smoking gun. This is like a big accusation. Like Destiny no, no, invites no, girls no, on his stream to like get off on beating up on them. Well, here's the thing: the goalposts have shifted so many times. Like it started off with Destiny was Harvey Weinstein, and then and then like that couldn't be justified. Mr. Mm -hmm. Girl didn't find the people, so then he was saying that like it's this power dynamic thing where like Destiny shouldn't be fucking people because he has more power as a streamer or some shit. Um, and it, it, it's it's an unfair power dynamic or something. And then we backtracked even off of that, right? Uh, it, the, the claims have changed so many fucking times. And then if you read the like actual manifesto, does he? It's have just like fucking. It's batshit crazy. There's so many errors and just like blatant. Like if you if you just read the summary, that might be a good thing for you to do. Just read the summary of like what happened, what what he's claiming happened, and you'll see so many errors about like his presentation of the Anna situation, his presentation of the lab situation. He he talks about Vosh for some reason and just like completely misrepresents what happened there. Um, is is there some just, is there some kind of email or something where Destiny says? If you have sex with me, I will invite you on my stream and promote your channel. Does that no. exist? No. Nothing. There's no, there's no smoking gun. What about if I if you make out with me, I'll invite you on my channel and promote your channel. No. Is Nothing. there an, is there an email where Destiny what if we asks hold her to hands? find ten thousand <laughs> votes? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So so there is no. There's no. There's no smoking gun. Like what the only thing he really was able to find was mm -hmm. stuff that's in the public about Destiny being a douchebag like 10 years ago for the most part. That's all he really found. And this and was to be fair, girls he already had sex with or something? Well, there's a, there's a couple of situations. Just... There's this like like there's like there's a situation where he groped a girl on stream but like they were in a relationship at the time and like she didn't she said it wasn't a big deal and like it's a fucked up thing to do but it's not really that big of a deal and it was 10 fucking years ago or like 12 years ago or something there's another Gro situation where like you grabbed what? her boob or her butt or what like, happened she walked over she walked over sat on his lap and then he grabbed her boob on stream like 12 years ago but she sat in his lap so she basically yeah. groped his junk with her butt something yeah i don't know it's not a big deal but how it come is, she's it, not like, in trouble <laughs> she's not going to be in well, any, any girl so. gropes me with her butt i figure then, like, a boob grab a, is fair game there was a situation like he was he hooked up with some girl and he leaked her nude in like a group chat with two people and then she found out about that and she had access to his twitter so she changed his email and twitter password and then tweeted out a picture of his dick to like forty thousand people um, <laughs> wait a second and who's then he the, tried to get her fired or something here? <laughs> i mean yeah i don't know anyway there, so there's things that he's done that are they're dick things there's another there's actually this whole interesting saga with this with this DDoS kid. So it used to be back in the day streaming, there were like no DDoS protections. What's kind of interesting is that Destiny is actually the first person who figured out how to protect himself from DDoS. Because there was this kid, like actually, I think it was a fan of his that was constantly DDoSing him and stopping his ability from being able to stream. And there's this one stream where he talks about, like this was way later. There's a stream three or four years later where he was like, "Yeah, we were really seriously considering just going over and killing him and his dad, <laughs> some shit." And then he's doubled down on that, like not being a morally wrong thing to do because the kid was stopping him from um, being able to like do his job and like uh, what the there was some other shit with that. Um, but yeah, anyway, based there was the DDoS kid situation. That's something else that he that he like brought up. But none of this shit is new. We've known about this shit for a long yeah. fucking time. Yeah. Um. And obviously he didn't actually do anything because he figured out how to stop the DDoS and like apparently Destiny worked with like League of Legends and like esports orgs to help them stop DDoS attacks. So like 
At least oh, there was so a good he end to sounds story. like he invented a new technology. Great. I'm glad uh, <laughs> he could be. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, there's there's lots and like the, with the Anna shit, he definitely kind of fucked up with Anna. At the like at, at the absolute bare minimum, he's way too much of a coomer, and like put her through a bunch of shit. Um, in in the, the you know trying to fucking get his dick wet. There's tons of sh- there's tons of shit that's like kind of bad, but nothing anywhere on the scale of what Mr. Girl was alleging, basically. Right. I don't. And none of the information Coomer is new because this Coomer thing is supposed to be when you don't get any action, you're just no, always no, no, trying. No, no, no. Murder, murder face is a Coomer. No, you're no, a, no, Coomer, a Coomer. is you're a Coomer. Coomer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a Coomer. So, um, everything you do is motivated by sex. That's what a coomer is, actually. Yeah, that's a good point. Squizgar is a coomer. I think everybody uh, on Metalocalypse is probably a coomer. Yeah, probably not the best. Well, Toki's not a coomer. Come on, get out of here. He's that trying to have true. a serious relationship. That's true. I want to I have real relationships with a woman. I don't want all these floozies. <laughs> but no, anyway, so. Moving on to the story, I'm sorry. There's no way to. There's so much. I'm skipping over so That's much. Fine. chat. Yeah, did, did he discover anything new? No. So anyway, he releases this fucking manifesto. This skit. It, it's like the it's the best schizo posting I've ever seen. It's insane, just how badly formatted and fucked up and long it is. Um, it's full of all kinds of misinformation. It's basically wrong about everything. Uh, it's horrible. It's one of the worst things I've had the misfortune of reading. Obviously, I haven't read all of it, but I read some of it. Um, enough to enough to have a, a a good old chuckle. And anyway, since it came out, he's basically been he's like the biggest lol cow going right now, and he he constantly he keeps going around to streams um, of people who are extremely hostile to Destiny, and everybody is fucking tearing his asshole out. Like nobody yeah, is he, behind he, this. Literally, no one. He All the went people on who with hate President Destiny. Sunday. I saw. I was like, yeah, he oh. went on with President President Sunday. Tore him a new asshole. Really? Like, there's nobody. There there are very few people who dislike Sunday oh, more no. than I do. And it, he, Sunday tore Mr. Girl a new asshole. It was brutal. Oh, um, wow. That's crazy. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday straight up told him to delete it. Because, like, there's so much fucking cra- Like, at the beginning of the manifesto, there's a section that's like, who am I? And he's like, oh, I'm I'm most famous for, like, saying that, like, it was understandable that the Virginia Tech shooter shot up a school. And I'm also the guy who thought the 11-year-olds and cuties were hot. This is, like... He's in, this oh. is him introducing himself at the beginning of the document, and Sunday was just like, Dude, "I saw you, that like, part, yeah, yeah." If you like, what if the you fuck? have to say that, if you have to say that, then you you can't be the one to do this. Like, you're too toxic. Like, you this this does not help anything. And like, Sunday basically told him to fucking delete it. It was crazy. And then like, there's been I think he's had three or four. He talked to Tom Foolery and Wick um, Sunday. I think he talked to someone else, and every single person he he's talked to. Is just basically telling him you're fucking nuts. Like this is this is awful. You, like this is a terrible thing that you did, basically. And like all these people that hate Destiny, like Sunday is like Destiny hater number one. Oh, of course. Sunday Sunday's not fucking behind this. White Nervosa told like basically came out and said everything that Max wrote about her was a lie. Um uh fucking who else? There was somebody else that Max lied about that came out and was like, You fucking lied about shit. Aristocracy said that like the mis- like she was misrepresented. Um oh Chud Logic is in there he says that Max was just like straight up fucking lying and making shit up it's insane it's fucking crazy there's so and there's so much drama if you go to Mr. Girl's subreddit it's just a hundred percent fucking flaming him there was a poll that was like how do you feel about the manifesto or whatever the fuck it had 2,200 votes and like 2,100 of them said it was terrible like it's 
it's crazy. Well, he overpromised and underdelivered because he was basically saying, you know, this is going to be devastating. But it sounds like he pulled a, you know, a, a bunch of little <clears throat> shit that we already know somehow adds up to this big reveal. Which no, it doesn't. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, there's just there's just no reveal. Like, it if if he had just said like this guy is a bit of a dick, then yeah, I mean, it, fair enough, but. No one can, like everyone already knows that. <laughs> so yeah, that's what's the big deal. But he'd been hyping this up for months as like, oh, we're gonna, I'm gonna show you the the fucking streaming world is infested with fucking rapists and shit. And what's really crazy is that there are a lot of streamers that have serious, like, sexual abuse allegations and stuff. It's just not Destiny. <laughs> yeah, totally. But yeah, interesting. Well, I'm glad I didn't follow any of this drama. It, no, it's good. It's some good stuff. I recommend everyone looks into it. <laughs> well, I saw Chud Logic had, I think he had like three or 4,000 people watching his stream. And I was like, go Chud. So I think he got up him. to like 7K at one point. He Did he really? Wow. Yeah. Go he made Chud. Like, I'm guessing he made somewhere between 10 and 15K over the course of a couple of days covering Damn. the drama. It's funny because part need I was to cover to... this drama. What yeah, are we I know. Doing? The part I was listening to on stream, he was like, he was like, Chet, I have to leave. I have a real life engagement. I'm not going to postpone that for online drama. And then it's like 10 hours later, he's still streaming. Yeah. Yep. I guess he did. And I guess it worked out for him. That's good. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Now, uh, now Chet's, he's turning it all into videos. So he's going to get like 10 videos out of it as well. Cause he was streaming for like 24 hours. It's fucking good. hilarious. Wow. He did the 24 hour stream. That's epic. Chud's supposed to come on our show uh, sometime. We just haven't set a date up, so. No, that's cool. Yeah, Chud's, Chud's a cool guy. I like Chud. I, don't like I think name, Chud's though. Chud's actually the first streamer I ever talked to. Oh, really? Really? Wow. Yeah. I thought it was President Sunday. Um. Oh, you're right. Well, I don't. I mean, okay. <laughs> Real streamer. Okay. You try to block that out. Someone. Of your someone. Mind. Who, someone. Yeah. I try to. I'm trying to. Try to forget about. You that. talk to Chud before you talk to me because <laughs> you talked to President Sunday, then you talked to me pretty close after that. Um. Well, I talked to Chud like a day after the video came out. I don't think I talked to anybody else before I talked to Chud. Okay. So you talked to Chud, then you talked to President Sunday, then you talked to me. Um. I think I talked to President Sunday the day the video came out, and I talked to Chud the next day. Oh, in but the you... morning. Okay, wow. so you might have talked to me right after you talked to Chud. Because you uh, came yeah, on my it stream might have been like the, same the day. next day. So. How would you talk to President Sunday the day the video came out? Well, first of all, I didn't know. Obviously, I didn't know that I was walking into a, a schizo den of snakes. Like, <laughs> the, what what was going to fucking happen if I talked to this fucking guy? President Sunday was just... Um, it's not that I hung bad. out on a Discord server. Do you know who Perspective Philosophy is? Lewis no. Hogarth? No. Uh, yeah, the name sounds, sounds like... familiar. Well, he's a he's a streamer. I used to hang out in his Discord, and President Sunday was also in there. Um, and I had been like, I had been talking to them about the video because there's a, a philosophy section. I don't know fuck all about philosophy, so I was like asking them questions uh, to make sure it wasn't stupid. So Sunday knew it was coming out, and then like when it came out, he was just, I mean, he was doing the thing that now is very well established, where he just basically performatively disagrees with every single thing that you say and cedes no ground and starts being pedantic and annoying. Um, which I did not know was going to happen, but he, yeah. So he, he like, he knew the video was going to come out and then it did come out and it started blowing up. So he was like, Oh, I can leech onto this and fucking, you know, siphon off some clout. So he, he was like, 
I challenged you to a debate or some shit. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Because I, did, I didn't realize, you know, how fucking annoying it was going to be. What day of the um, week did your video come out on? I don't remember. What oh. question is that? Well, I just, I because I was streaming September on. September 3rd, uh, 2021. Jesus. Okay. You're, are you just guessing or? No, it's, I know it's September 3rd, 2021. I just forget what day of the week is. A day that will live in infamy. September. I want to. Can gosh. I put that in Google and find out what day it is? September twenty third, twenty twenty one. You said, yeah. Is that it? Uh, that darn kid says, "Is Doomer nice to other people's chats? Is it just this one? He's ugly too." This is this is the only chat that I have utter contempt for. Now, are you sure it's September twenty third, twenty twenty one? Are you sure about that? I think it's September third. Like in September, I'll go 3rd. check in. I'll go check in my YouTube studio. I'm pretty sure it's September third. Who cares? Oh, Why does this matter? This. I don't fucking know. Well, because I was streaming on Thursday, and Stumer came on my Thursday stream. Okay, whatever. You really, Adam, really wants to be able to say it. I'm the first person you, you talked to. I mean, I'm pretty sure I was. But, yeah, September third. But that would be, that would if it came out on September third, and I was talking about it. A week later, because September third is a Friday. So yeah, well, there you go. Did you, Kidith? Did you see the picture CT drew for you? It was pretty based. You had the shade fan and everything. <coughs> is that, skate was that for two dollars? That pictures of Kidith, the cat. Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. I'll bring it back up. I said that when we when we brought it up. Were you? Oh, do you know who I um, didn't know? Okay. Do you know who Vadim is? Yeah, Vadim Newquist. Yeah, I blocked him recently. Why? Yeah, you you want some <laughs> even more deep doomer lore? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't block him. I unfollowed him because the he was is like... creationist cat. <clears throat> yeah, creationist cat. So the reason that I went on Chud's stream first is because we actually had a history of me annoying the shit out of him in DMs, mm -hmm. um, because basically he uh, I had made a hit piece on Vadim Newquist for being a fucking psycho, and uh, Chud was interviewing him, and Vadim was just fucking lying through his teeth, like just absolutely making shit the fuck up and i was in chud's dms like dude he's fucking lying to you and chud's like what the fuck do you want me to do about it and i was like here's the proof and i just started i just started like dumping fucking screenshots i was like you know here here's all the fucking evidence this guy is lying to you and then he, he started using the uh the fucking things i was dming him to fucking Sorry. ask Vadim questions and he started like blowing up <laughs> he ended up crying it was fucking cringe you oh made Vadim so cry cringe. what was what yeah Vadim yeah, cried on chud's stream this That's is like deep war. this is from back in June 2021 what or was some he shit. lying about um I forget exactly what they were talking about then but mm -hmm. what I had covered was the um uh the hippy dippy championship drama where Vadim had just gone off the fucking deep end for some reason honestly I would have to go back and rewatch my video to figure out what the wait fuck was that happened. the drama about like who really should have won the hippy dippy yeah yeah bowl? okay that was like the dumbest drama of all fucking time I can't believe that constitutes as drama was well, well, the, the real drama wasn't the fucking belt. The real drama was Vadim spending the next four days on Twitter going fucking insane. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> like lighting up Dylan and shit. Anyway, that's why that's why me and Chad knew each other, which was pretty funny. Mm -hmm. I remember that drama. That is hilarious. My favorite right. interaction with Vadim was uh, he was like, I sure had tweeted something and they were having some kind of Twitter spat. And he responded to her as in character of creationist cat, you know, with like the fucking, you know, no lisping. Way. <laughs> no way. 
No way. And she just responded in all fucking caps like, Jesus fucking Christ, Fatib, don't respond to me. It's a fucking cat. That's I was like, that's so, perfect. That's a little weird. <clears throat> so what does the cat meme? He like plays a cat. I've never actually seen. You've never. Wait, have you never seen his videos? Why would I watch his videos? He 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 used to do like his first videos were creationist cat. And it was like he would pretend to be his cat. And he had all these like like horrible memes. Like like he would spend so much time on the production value of his content, but it was all just really bad. It was like so overly produced. Like I was always worried that my content was like his because he just is so overly produced and so bad and not funny. Um, it's it's kind of funny how like it's important to spend a lot of time on your content, but like it's a lot better if it looks like you didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, just if it was like, funny, I, you would you would it would be fine. It's just it was so cringe. It was very cringe. Yeah. And he would he would talk with a lift when he was his cat. It was just oh, it's awful. And so he was like a murder face cat. Essentially, yeah. Jeez. It was really bad. But uh, anyways, speaking tree for, oh no, let me, Blaine's escape quarter for $2 says, here I am trying hard. These lazy YouTube Royals. True. That is true. Uh, and speaking tree for $20. Thank you. Speaking tree says, Hey guys, it's my birthday today. Well, happy birthday. That's awesome. Says, I just want to thank you. Not doomer for the great content. <laughs> Listen, listen, chat. Don't don't tell me about bad content. There's nothing you like more than hating me, chat. Okay, don't don't you lie like to yourself. It. I know I I know what you like. Your booze mean nothing to me. Exactly. You should just see what Rick makes your, you cheer. Okay. Yeah, you should just make Rick your avatar. I feel like that would be the most appropriate. Thing. Uh, but anyway, Speaking Tree says, before you block me on Twitter, I told Adam I'd pay money to see you talk to Dave Smith. Before you both blocked me, I blocked you. Why did I block you? I assume it was for a good reason. I don't remember. Wait, didn't you talk to I told Dave Adam Smith? I'd pay you money to see you talk to Dave Smith, so I'm paying my debt. Well, thank you, Speaking oh, Tree. Oh, right. Really? Wow. There you go. Thanks. I mean, I wouldn't have done it after we blocked you. What a, what a bitch move. I On Sunday, it was really funny. Someone... Uh, donated money and then immediately said something really anti-semitic in chat so i just <laughs> I was like thanks for the money <laughs> oh okay well yeah <laughs> so, that's not cool that you guys should funny. you guys should know better than that come on right. well, you just, bring up... just learn how to chargebacks work <laughs> don't tell oh, yeah, them that the look, don't look up chargeback ignore doomer said that oh <laughs> you gotta bring up the thing i sent you on twitter oh, okay the link says, uh, sexy sitch the sexy sitch okay yeah. coming right up coming right up i'll send it to doomer because i know he's gonna you know want it for reasons oh of course he is uh, why what like, are we looking at this is gonna be like his screensaver on his on his phone Put in the Zoom chat. You're, it's, I know you're gonna just watch this on the loop. Oh anyway. fuck! I'm, I don't want to look at that. <laughs> Why? He says as he quickly downloads it. Yeah. Are we doing like a three, two, one yeah, thing? Yeah, three, what? two, one. Three, Absolute two, definition. one, go. Hey now, it's your boy PSA Sitch. S class is best class, so why not join me? 
Wow. Wow. Sitch, how do you do that with your voice? That's amazing. It's very easy. I, I go to lower pitch and I just drop hey, it a couple of This is PSA go. Sitch. There you go. Mm hmm. Hmm. Doomer, do you need this in a. What, what kind of file format do you like for your font? Uh, MP4. Okay. Yeah. MP4 coming right up. <laughs> Are we good? Um, how that make you? Oh wait, we have to we have to give credit. Credit for what? Vincent Mar Martin. Vincent Martin. Uh, they they had they did this with I believe Sammy G's other art. They animated it. I don't know how they do that, but that's very cool. Very cool, Vincent. Even though it's degenerate. But I still approve. Yes. Yeah. Nice animated lips and everything. Do mm -hmm. you have anything final to say before we sign off? Um, one thing I'd like to say is that I'd really appreciate it if Adobe would support the MKV file format. I don't know why the fuck You're it doesn't. It pisses me the fuck Isn't off. Isn't that the fucking You're not worst? Saying it right, oh, it's so stupid. Yeah. I really appreciate it if, if, if After Effects would do the do the the. Is do their program mean? correctly. Adam, I pay them $30 a month and they won't open I pay them $30 a month. I can't even get their fucking program correct. You asked me if I had anything to say and I did. And I said it. Okay. Come on, Doomer. Just once. Come on. It's fun to do. Just kill us. Adam, I will not debase myself for your entertainment any more than I already do. Okay. Oh okay. Hey, where's this boss coming? Thank you all for your crazy daily donations. Thank you, Admin Important, for coming on. Thank you, Admin Important, for coming on. It's a good conversation. Uh, thank you, Doomer, for coming on. For us to make fun of you for like 20 minutes. Thank you for telling us all the Destiny Max lore. <laughs> thank you for all your incredibly generous donations, guys. Uh, thank you, you! The people who made it to the end of stream, you are the true fans, and we'll see you all on Sunday. Bye! <laughs> Bitches! <laughs>